We're back and hitting it hard this week with this episode of the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea. And I'm Jim Warner. And this is episode number 188. 188. Hello, one and all, and welcome to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Eric, the number one DC Comics Podcast of the Solomon Islands for the week of August 11th, 2018. We are proud members, and a little shout-out to our guys and gals at the Solomon Islands. There they go. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, the Batman Podcast Network, and the Tangent Bound Podcast Network. We are proud. We are proud. Facebook, we're at a Weird Science DC Comics. We're on Podbean at weirdsciencedccomics.podbean.com and on Twitter at Weird Science DC. We have an award-winning website, weirdsciencedccomics.com, Eric, and we're also on Twitter, Stitcher, Google Play, Everywhere Spotify, anywhere you want to go. And if you want to leave us a rating, a review, you can. We're not going to beg you. We're not having contest or whatnot. And if you don't, I think you're going to be a coward. That's what I'm no, just putting no. it out there. I think, I think really? you're a coward if they don't do it. I think you're a coward. How about that? I, you know, I have. I of, tell you all the time. Speaking of cowards, I, I spent all day today mad at people and, and having problems where people are, you know, you drop, you have people drop you on uh, Twitter I, and, you know, you get mad and then you have people block you. But I, I do go by the route that they taught me in the movie The Untouchables, Eric, because oh. if they unfollow me, I the block Chicago them. Way? Yeah, this is the Chicago way. They block, they unfollow you, you block them. They block you, you send them to the goddamn morgue. That's what I do, Eric. <laughs> That's what I was doing all the time. Weird I, thoughts on Twitter up, you're up, by yourself at home. I ended up blocking a bunch of people. Just I was just angry. I'm like, how he dare you? Me. How dare you not want to hear what I have to say? It all just stems. You get off. It all stems from this fight I got into. Uh, you know, me and John Wayne got into a fight with a certain fella, uh, uh-huh. and it ended up being a fight where it was about like what scores are positive and not positive. I kind of stayed at my deal, and a bunch of people unfollowed us. And there you go. There you go. That, that's how you weed out that the nonsense, Eric. You weed them out. That's what I do. But no, then today I get mad. Sure it, the fight's do. over, and I can't believe it go. I have, I have to go to my burner account, Eric, and figure things out. And how about that? My burner account is the sellerdweller.com. Uh, is, is that a thecellerdweller.com? The sellerdwellers.com. on Twitter. Yeah, and it's it's a weird thing that I decided to put the .com into the username. I'm not very savvy. Like .coms. I'm not very savvy with this stuff. Hey, where's all the cool kids, I say, when I go on the Twitters. <laughs> I go on the Twitter. Hey, you know, hook me up on my GeoCities page, guys. Oh, I love my GeoCities Is, page. Isn't that where it's all going down? Hey, see you on MySpace. That's what I say. We also have a Patreon account, Eric. It's patreon.com slash weird science. That's easy enough to remember. I actually remembered it this week. Uh, and we have what we like to call the Patreon spotlight once a week. Sure and that is books, picks, picks by the badasses. And oh, this the week, picks by the badasses. The picks by the badasses, dear, when they come there with their picks, you send them to the breathe, morgue, Jim, I tell you. Oh, we'll get through this. It tells you. Uh, this week they picked Eric the Immortal Men number five. Why? Why did they pick that? The Immortal Men number five. The other one. It's the penultimate issue. Well, I'll get to that because I think that also led to some people dropping us because the Immortal Men number five is the penultimate issue of that series that will end at six. And the other one was Steve Orlando's Wonder Woman number fifty-two. Uh, I did happen to see somebody on Twitter. They may have been saying how this Wonder Woman number fifty-two. They may have said it's the greatest issue they ever read with some of the best dialogue. And I asked the guy if he was retarded, and he ended up blocking. 
talking to me, Eric. I, I don't know how this, this I stuff think that goes. works like that. Actually, I didn't call him that. I, I actually asked him if he was just blind and stupid. But, they, you know, he took it a different way. Did you came and ask him, are you an Eric Shea? Yeah, I'm really. Yeah, what are you blind? That's no way to go through life, son. Blind, is what I stupid, said. just like Eric Shea. Yeah, I, I was in a bad mood, and I, I, I hate people with these proclamations of nonsense. I, I said it started off, didn't start off quite like that. I just said really because I read that and I want to kill myself. That's kind of how it started, but you know, it went downhill from there. And, and there we go. I, I didn't have a very uh, good, positive online day today. Uh, this was not a good day. Ice Cube would not say that I had a good day, Eric. And no. I, I wouldn't expect him to because he doesn't know me. He, he would have no reason to say anything of the sort. Me but and Eric, Cube were pretty tight. Do you want me to ask him for you? You can ask him. You can uh, ask old Cube. Whatever you want. I'm sure he's in the middle of filming some kid's movie again. Uh, it drives me nuts. That's a guy that I sat and idolized because he was sticking <laughs> it to the man. And then he became the man, Eric. You don't want to do that. Really upset me. Really, really upset me. But uh, with all the hate and all the, the stuff thrown at us this week, Eric, we still have some friends. And a part of those friends are the badasses in the Patreon. And this is what we like to call... The badass roll call. Here you go, Eric. Are right. you ready? Are you ready, my friend? You don't smoke now, so it no. sucks, right? Here we I'm go. Drink some ice tea. We will start with the ultimate uh, speedies, collectibles by Ron Saunders, Nick Adams, Mark Yeager, Kenny Vengeance, T Funk, Josh Vermillion, Aldrin Stoja, D Man, Havilland, Batman Beyond Mark. We got Jay, G Man, Scott Manship, B Murray. He's up in Buffalo. He's watching football. Eric, he loves that. He loves that. Brandy Murray. He's up there. We got Bobby, Reggie, Andy, Pete from NYC. We got Bill Beer, Paul, Paulie P, Zach Davis. T. T's upstairs. She's sleeping. She a little manic uh, this week. Uh, she ended up cleaning like uh, she ended up cleaning like the entire house in, in a day, and now she's passed out. Send her we over here. Old Fred Reed's comics. Yeah, really. Eric G. <laughs> She'll take out the trash. All right. The cellar dweller. Danny the street. Luis Ulysses Jones. Hakeem. Double A. Ron Monty. Simon. Swanee. Anthony G. Dave J. Ian. Missy T. Our man Rob Lewis, and I have to mention, I said already, and I, he got mixed up in the deal, but it's my man, uh, Pete from NYC. And we also yes. have Lone Wolf, Marv Jazz, and Ruben. Ruben to end it up. See you go. I had it all planned out. Yeah, poor Pete. Pete likes the the uh, the position near the end, but his credit card, he had to change credit cards. Somehow it shift them on my, my notes here. It shift them up. I'm sorry, Pete. I am very sorry. I got sorry. this all messed up in my notes here. What's, what numbers to that credit card? That credit at a six 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 six. I had a problem today. I ended up trying to get online on my uh, online banking uh, mm -hmm. because Tanya, in her manic state, I decided don't like that. Hope, she, uh, she ended up going to uh, Lowe's and buying a bunch of things. She wanted to fix some stuff and you know, do stupid stuff. Yeah. And uh, she never really checked the account to see how much money we had in. We have the two, and I don't like to keep yeah. a lot in the one that she has access to because then it's Makes gone. Sense, but right? she ends up going, and then when I said to her, did you check to see how much we had in there because a couple bills were coming out? And she goes, no, I'm locked out. We can't get into the account. I'm like, well, that's not a great reason to, to just kind of bypass the idea of that. So I go, hey, let me see. So I try to get in, 
and I can't get in either. So it tells me that I have to call. So I call this guy. Uh, well, I call Hello. TD Bank, not just this guy. I call this, and it's a guy. Basically, this is how it sounded to him. I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting. And they're like, okay, well, you'll, well, the next available operator will be with you, and we want to know we're going to you know, record the call for uh, what's it called, uh, quality insurance. So I'm all out of it. Right. So I'm so angry, and he's like, Here's how he answers. I'm like, is Did he have it, the is, I'm like, is this Darth Vader? You got gonorrhea or what? You got asthma? Please stop it. And I'm like, yeah. I want to see a count number. I'm like, what is going on? So I'm like, I really can't understand you. I'm really sorry. Is this an obscene phone call, sir? I'm sorry about that. So I, I end up, and he's like, oh, what's your account number? I just imagine he's got one of those headsets, and the mic's it's in his mouth. I, I don't know. He, he was eating lunch and the mic. So I said to him, I said this to the guy, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm locked out of my account. i got to get in. So he's like, oh, what's your account number? I don't know. I actually don't know my account numbers because that's why I have online account. I don't need to put, insert the numbers. I actually don't know the numbers. So I say, I don't know the number. So the guy, and I'm not going to annoy everybody with keep doing this guy's impersonation. But Please. So then he goes, can you give me the last deposit that was in your account, uh, the, the exact amount and the date? Uh, no, I can't. No. I, I can't get on that. That's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to figure out what it was would be in my mind would have been our paycheck that gets yeah. deposit. The thing is, we're hourly. Yeah, you know, we're we get paid weekly, Eric, very weekly. Very, but weekly, we're hourly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. Each week, it's probably off by I a couple bucks a or whatever. Paycheck in like three years. So I didn't know. So I said, no, I don't know. So then he says, well, can you give me something like that, that you've done recently? Well, I know that I had to take money out for Ethan because he ended up spending it. So I end up doing that. And I say that the time that we, I got the, uh, $180 out on the ATM because I, and I'm yeah. telling you, this is exactly me. Yeah, I remember I got $180 out of the ATM because my goddamn son cashed too many checks at his work. And I ended up, <laughs> he I'm cashed telling you. too many checks his ass. Yeah, his ass couldn't <laughs> cash. I, I ended up, I started started trying to do a little routine because I, I was actually so angry, but I didn't want to get and mad. And you're terrible at small talk. Yeah, so well, you have to do something. So, so the guy, no response, no reaction. So he goes, okay, I got that. So then he's like, I had to go through at least 17 different things. What's your social security number? And also, What's your you should address? be saying thank you, sir, because no. you could be any Yahoo. Yeah, well, to get a hold that's of the problem, though. So is, thank you, yeah, sir. No, no, not thank you, sir, because the reason why I was locked out is because I added an extra security measure to my account that, that, that that's why I was locked out. And then also mm -hmm. he said at the end, well, to make things easier later, uh, we can do this voice verification where you end up saying, and he's like, would you like to do that? I'm like, I, I don't know. That sounds weird, but okay. And he's like, okay. Say well, no. No, no. He says, and then to, wait, do you hear? Because then he says, okay, well, what I need you to say is please withdraw Blank amount. I'm like, what the fuck? What do you set me up? You're gonna. What is this? Mission Impossible? I said, no, I'm not gonna do that. What? Everybody else does. I'm like, I don't care. I'm not doing it. He kept begging. I'm just saying, there's a whole thing things. where somebody could go through this podcast, and I'm sure they could cut together you saying this whole thing, yeah, no, and so then you like, get access to your account. I um, go, and then, uh, fatty. There you go. Ah, <laughs> no, I, I didn't feel comfortable with this. In the meantime, Zach's over there next door in the other room. No, he's one of those guys it. who ends up taping up his uh, camera thing on, on the laptop because he thinks the government's looking at him.
He's got yeah, all sorts of issues. But I, I don't – I'm telling you, it almost was like – That's okay, a bad idea. And no, it's a, please repeat this. Please withdraw all of my money. This is Jim. I'm like, no. So then he says, okay, well, if you're uncomfortable saying Jim. that, he said then say your name and your full social security number. I, I'm not doing oh. that either. He said, we're not doing this. We're going to get done. So then he's he's on, and he's, oh, it's going to take – he had to reset my account. Oh, this is going to take like 10 minutes. And this is what he said. It's going to take – why is it going to take 10 minutes? And then he says, while we're That's waiting, lunch, while we're waiting, let's do this other thing. So I started – Zach was there. I was in the kitchen at that point. I'm like, listen. You, I got my, other thing? I said, Six degrees of separation? No, wait. The other thing was on? me doing the voice thing, and I said I didn't want to do it. But he's, I said, I got my wife on my ass now. You got me all in trouble. So I end up – he ends up doing it. I end up getting online finally and saw that Tanya overdrew the account. That's that's the end of the story. I said to Tanya, what the hell are you doing? You, you got to make sure you – you know. Shuffle the money a little. You got to tell me. That's the checks and balances in this house. She doesn't like the checks and balances, no. but we are she likes going. The checks. Yeah. She likes yeah. the balance. She no. likes the checks. She likes to balance two checks at once. That's what she's doing. Like, oh, this one's big, and so is this. I think I'll cash them both. But yeah, that's what led to Ethan's problem, where Ethan ends up. They accidentally gave him two extra checks. He thought this was, you know, he's in the money. He's living oh, the vida loca. Uh, he ends up cashing all of them. Now he owed them $167. So we had to pay that until he gets the money or he's going to get fired, possibly arrested. I don't know. And then yeah. he got paid yesterday and went and bought one of those Google Home things that are like those Echo Dot. I said, Ethan, well, you owe us money. Why are you buying stuff you didn't pay us back? Well, I, I didn't have the full amount. That's what he said. I set off, so you didn't have the oh. full amount, so you just spend that on other things. This is why. So, what do you think you're going to have the full amount? The, the full, yeah, really. Well, that'll be the next time he'll only get $140, and yeah. that's not the full amount, so spend. No. So, this was nonsense. But uh, it's going to lead us to go to the books. But before we go to the books, we did have a wrong turn explains it all. And he talked about a movie. I wish I had that audio again, Eric. I didn't think ahead. But we had the audio of him talking about possibly a gorilla that's fighting dinosaurs. That sounds like King Kong to me, Joe. It did sound like King Kong. I thought most people were going to call it Kong Skull Island, which a lot Mm -hmm. did. But some did end up getting it. I'm trying to find this right now. I think I can get it. Here we go. Here we go, Eric, I say. (laughs) Here we go. Here we go. This is awesome. Fucking monkey's awesome. All he does is rip fucking... That's all he does. Kills fucking dinosaurs. Fucking awesome. The monkey does that, Eric. So uh, what that was, was what, Eric? That was Rampage. That was Rampage. Uh, I don't know what dinosaurs he was fighting in that. He's talking about Lizzie the uh, Crocodile. Oh, a dinosaur she is. Uh, but yeah, that's what he thought. We have another one coming up at the end of this podcast. Uh, that, that'll, that'll make your head spin. Uh, really. I don't and, think he gets the idea that that was a game before it was a movie. It's just a rock no, movie. Oh, no, He doesn't get the idea that those fucking, you know, the ape and the, the thing not, were real. Yeah. He thinks they're real. Oh, wrong turn. But we're going to go off too. now. Yes, we're going to go off now to the books. This is wrong turn. This would be going back to read books because this is spoiler Comcast. You be warned. Now we have waited for far long enough for the part of the podcast we love. The meat and the cheese that we crave. Oh, Jim! We just want to hear your voice some more, and we want to hear all of your stories. 
All right, we're back with the books, Eric, and uh, we Lay have books. a lot of books tonight. <laughs> Les Corpages. Actually, they're they're not as bad as last week. Last week was really down. Uh, these are okay. I, yeah. I like some of these tonight, so uh, it's not going to be as negative as last week. I think that will possibly be the low again. of the low. Well, I hope it doesn't. I hope that we just continue. We're going up that ladder. Let's get up that ladder, my friend. And this is the meat and cheese of the podcast. And if you want to read all the written reviews of the books that you hear about, plus many more, you can go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. Uh, for meat and cheese, Eric, I'm going to go hot dogs and Swiss cheese. Oh, my favorite. And hot I had dogs that. and Swiss cheese. That's what I had for dinner. I had you two savage. hot dogs. I had two hot dogs, just plain hot dogs, and then bit a piece off of a chunk of Swiss cheese. Uh, so there. I end up, I'm, I'm still on the protein diet and no carb diet, and I have been having some problems. I'm getting a little dizzy, and last night I thought that it was definitely. We were recording with Reggie, and I, I really felt bad. I felt like crap. So afterwards I thought, you know what, maybe I need to kind of get some carbs in my system, kind of reset things. I, I love things. it, though, too, because the whole thing is like, oh, I don't feel good, guys. I think, I think I'm going to throw up. We get done. All right, guys, I'm going to go out for some ice cream later. Yeah, no, I was <laughs> going to get ice cream, and I should have because instead – we ended up getting Burger King, and I had a Whopper and fries and a drink, and I felt like complete and utter crap after that. And I actually thought sometimes when they do – like you have like a workout plan and a diet plan or whatever, and you have that cheat day. A lot of times yeah. they say the cheat day's benefit as well is yeah. after you eat like shit, you, you feel like shit, and then you realize, holy crap, I don't want to really feel like this every day. And you, you kind of go with just the Just every weekend. Boy, yeah, just one one day of the weekend, Eric. Not, not the whole weekend. How dare you? It's not called a cheat weekend. This isn't the lost weekend of Eric Shea here. Uh, This is is how diets go. It's like, all right, I'm going strong. All of a sudden, I'm going to cheat day. You do while you plateau, and then you do that. Oh, yeah. You're talking about the downfall of every workout plan (laughs) and diet. Well, speaking of which, what did you have to eat today? You you were telling me earlier of what you had. I went to the farmer's market, and they got all different kinds of food there. They got bakery, stuff like that. Yes, they do. I started off by picking up some pastries. I haven't been to that bakery in a while. I'm like, all right, can I have the chocolate croissant? Can I have the blueberry cheese croissant? And give me a strawberry cheese croissant just for good measure. Let me make my way down to the chicken place, the coop. I'm oh, like, the chicken place. Yeah, give me give me two pounds of hot wings. Oh, give me the large freaking round of blue cheese with that. Oh, yeah. Can I get a, a pound of chicken tenders? <laughs> and while I'm here, why not? Give me a pound of JoJo's. Oh, yeah. JoJo's are thing. like uh, uh, they're potato potatoes. wedges yeah. that are yeah. seasoned and kind and of fried. baked yeah, and deep fried. fried. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And now that we record this podcast, the only thing I have left is I, I'm being optimistic when I say a half pound of chicken tenders. Really? Those chicken tenders are good. I'll give you that. I also I'm like to you, grab the – You uh, could eat a pound of those and be completely yeah, satisfied. Probably even like feel a little bit too full. Yep. I and could. I just want a little hog wild watching Godzilla films. I do. Or. I am going to buy you something tonight uh, next time you get the chicken tenders because I mentioned to you and you have said you've never tried the Chick-fil-A sauce at Chick-fil-A. I have And I really like that sauce. And I, I mentioned at one point, I wonder why they don't sell that in stores. Well, well, Eric, this week well. I found out, actually on Friday, I found out that they indeed do, but they don't. Chick-fil-A doesn't, but – Walmart has a, you know, their generic brand, and it's just called chicken dipping sauce, and it's it's pretty accurate. So I, I want to get that for you next time you feed your face with these chicken wings and the chicken tenders. But those chicken I tenders are good. I eat a lot of good. chicken. Yeah, yeah, those chicken tenders are very, I'm th- very good. I'm telling you, yesterday I, we got done work, and I was going home, and I stopped by Redner's, and I picked up a like a uh, one of those cold cases of uh, fried chicken. Yeah. They're like, chill oh, fried chicken. Yes. I went home, and I ate all of that, and then we got done re- like podcasting with you and Reggie 
last night. Oh, I'm going to go out to Walmart. I got some of those uh, <laughs> salt and vinegar wings. Yeah, you love those. Brandon likes those. Brandon actually They're said so that good. those are popular in Buffalo as well. I'm just sitting there, I'm like, I've eaten so much chicken the past two days. I'm about to blow up. You're going to grow feathers, my friend. Is what you're going to You're going cuckoo. Yeah, yeah. I, I ate Burger King and and felt like such crap. So I'm back on the diet, but today I only had I had uh, three eggs earlier and two hot dogs and a bite of cheese, a hunka hunka cheese. Uh, I'm not a I'm not hunka hunka burning love. I had uh, I'm not I'm not digging it as much, but it's working. It's working. But t- at what cost, Eric? At what cost? I love fries too, and I was eating those burgers. I don't like Burger King fries though, and I was kind of upset. I should have went on like the magical mystery tour of of fast food last night uh, when I was going to let myself kind of go for that one meal. It was a cheat meal, I'd like to say, though I didn't even finish it. That's when I realized, like, boy, I I am having problems here. It was a cheat half an hour. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I ended up throwing half of it away. I and uh, ended up giving some to Logan. He was eating some crap, but Eric, this is the books. the books and we're going to start with detective comics number 986 written by brian hill art by felipe baronis andriana lucas and sal cipriano still has a sexy brother but the sexy brother i i hear hasn't talked to him in a while eric he's very upset no. he's very upset the sexy brother's out smooching the day i believe they call that estranged that is that's what they call it indeed we are close to the end of brian hill's mini run on detective while this issue was action-packed it was mainly set up for the big finale he'll make sure everyone has a part to play except duke What's up, dude? I, I saw funny. I, I I have something funny to say about the signals Duke. out. Yeah, yeah. And the art was good. It just didn't wow me. It didn't anger me though, and I can't wait for the finale no. in two weeks. Uh, a lot of people in the Slack chat gave me a lot of guff uh, about it. Now I'll I'll tell you when I did my review. I was exhausted and actually had taken a couple Benadryl, Eric. I could say that I might have been a little bit, you know, loony at that point. That was loopy. Uh, But I did my review. I thought I did a good job. I think I gave it a pretty accurate score. I may actually go up a point or two, not a whole point, but a couple decimal points up uh, to get these people off my back, mainly, Eric. But uh, when I read it, I thought to myself, boy, uh, this is a lot of setup. This is a lot of, like, regurgitating ideas, kind of expanding ideas slightly, but not giving you, like, you know, the meat and cheese of what I really right. wanted. And I got attacked, is how I felt in, in the Slack you chat. always say you're getting attacked. Please. If somebody says, boy, that was a pretty good, uh, you know, review, that pretty added before the good, that's an attack, well, Eric. That is an attack, and I'm going to fire back. No. But basically, blocked. I actually, <laughs> you're blocked, and now you're in the morgue. It's what you're doing. No, when when it, this happened, I kept thinking to myself, boy, I, I should go reread this right now so I could talk to people about it. And then I thought, you know what? I'm really lazy. I'm going to have to reread yeah. it again for the podcast. So I'll wait. And I kind of, you know, I was doing some other things. But tonight I ended up rereading it, and I feel the same. I, I really don't know why people were getting so upset at me about the score that I gave it. Now, it is kind of the same score that I gave the issue last week or two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. the last issue, but it's for different reasons. I still kind of come out with it the same, but instead of me being upset at how Batman was portrayed, I just thought, okay, we're just setting things up. We do have the finale next issue, so I think it's going to be balls to the wall next issue, but this one just is kind of setting more pieces up. Even even the whole thing with how Batman's portrayed, that is continued in this issue where it bothers me, where you actually see 
how oh, bad yeah. now, Batman yeah. treated this character. That's what I'm saying. You're getting a little bit more villain. of stuff. It's like, holy shit, yeah, yeah. Batman needs to be put locked in a cage well, for the shit he's doing to people. And it's weird because of the way things are going with the main Batman book. Obviously, we're getting pushed this idea of now this is a mad Batman, a brutal Batman, whatever. But when we get in this and he ends up showing the – you know, karma ends up showing the results of what happened. You do have Batman. Batman's look – and I'll give Philippe Baronis uh, a lot of credit. I really like the art in this. The look was – <laughs> it wasn't like a look of sorrow. I really wanted him to react to this and say, or at least have it like, look at me, because he takes it off. After your bats took my eyes, and he is a monstrosity, and the gas took my mind and my life. He says that. I actually wish that the next bit, he didn't attack Batman just then. I wish that he said, oh, don't give me your pity now. Don't feel bad for me now, just so that we would know. Without Batman saying anything, because you get the karma idea of reading minds, I wish you had that to give the idea that Batman really, really is upset at what he did. He just looks like he's like, you, you got real ugly, buddy. I mean, he really and That's the weirdest part, because all, all week online, since the new comic books have come out this week, I have seen people so upset for how, like, you know, Batman has treated Red Hood this week and then, like, this issue yeah. of Red Hood beat the hell. Holy crap. I'm like, and that, people talking about, you yeah. know, poor Carmen And that's here. the continuation, and, and that's there, where I'm, I'm saying, like, too, geez. yeah. And, and really, we'll be talking about Red Hood next, just a little spoiler of orders there. Uh, I had no problems. Not one problem with how he treated Red Hood. Not no. one. Here, it, it, it is upsetting, but it also... It's Brian Hill. I, I get it. I get that you're s supposed to see that he may have overstepped the boundaries, and then it's coming back to hurt him. I get it. But this, the issue starts out with basically uh, – I, I was hoping that that news reporter did not <laughs> – she is dead. She did burn up. Of course she's dead. Batman looked out the window. He is upset at that. But when they're getting the news report, and like, oh, my goodness, this guy, Carmen, he's there. It's brutal murder. He has kids, all this. And then Batman's like, Alfred. Put the signal breaker online. That's it. I'm like, I, I thought that it was Duke. I'm like, oh no, the signal breaker. <laughs> That's when they break Duke's <laughs> no, I, legs. I like to think it's, it's, it's one of uh, like the signal, like Duke's yeah. villains. It's like a little that would be pretty good. Put him online. Yeah. Somebody's got to teach this kid to toughen up. Get the signal breaker. <laughs> but it's like all these people, like, huh? Yeah, even the people, like, uh, ma'am, why are you here? Well, I'm here because my my daughter, uh, she's now got a bomb strapped there. Batman, please help. Batman. Put it on, Alfred. Now they have to know, and all it People is out there. is the Batman symbol around town. I'm like, oh, what the what the and hell is I'm that? I'm telling you, the it, thing is, this is I love this, this happened whole thing before. It, yeah, we saw where the Batman like was like a hologram projection came out of like yeah, the, the street and stuff like that. Also, was, I like, think there was something the in Scott Snyder's run actually that we pack. had that if this was uh, in the middle of zero year and it was like the first time the symbol was shown. I just remember it being. All over Gotham, but I, I well, the way it's portrayed like this, it actually really reminds me of like uh, in Green Lantern at the one point when Coast City was trying to show like Hal Jordan. We're there for yeah. everybody started sh like uh, yeah, shining, shining green, green light, light in Coast yep. City, and so this is all portrayed in kind of a green light with the Batman symbol. I saw this, so it's like like you know, there's a bat symbol portrayed on some billboards, some cell phones all over the place. And I'm thinking to myself, what if there's that person who like you know they fall and they need to call yeah, 911? No, all of a sudden their phone stops yeah, working. And I'm just, telling you, Batman. I'm there talking. I'm there. I'm doing something. I'm online talking to my wife. I, I'm I'm on a call all of a sudden. But fucking Batman signal. How dare you? And really, it's like, <laughs> where, where is he? Where is he? And and you get 
the oh man i'm gonna i, I gotta go do a video conference call this deal's gonna yeah. make or break my career yeah, uh, uh, oh, oh no, no batman. batman how dare you he's now made seven other villains right there uh, but i get the idea of hey I, i'm Pine here i'm everywhere guys I, i'm with you i'm here uh, the the problem is is now like the one guy he's there and you see the cell phone whatever now it's like now that batman's watching me is he now everybody's taping yeah. up their camera because they don't want batman they, how dare you batman hey, it is yeah have. really but it is it is kind of hokey i understand the concept but where you're saying it's better where in Coast City they shined it to show oh, yeah. how that you know to show yeah, they had yeah, no to fear. show that and sh- but this is just like why would all of a sudden Batman pretty much shutting down your phone gonna make you feel no, any thing, better? It's the best because I he turned off the TV and now it's just the people. Where is this so-called Batman? Our heroes, you know, Karma has come out and said he's gonna do this if Batman doesn't. Where is the Dark Knight? All right, Batman. I like it too, though, where the mother's crying, Batman, please do something. And then that hits, and then they go back to her, and it's like, I I need something more. My my boy, (laughs) he's got a bomb. He's got a bomb here. This is not helping him. It's not helping him. It's pretty neat. I may even save this as my, you know, my wallpaper of my phone, but still, we need something more. No, this this signal breaker idea, it's kind of cool, but it seems like it's – it doesn't deserve to be here well, for what we're dealing to with me, for whatever it, reason. It just actually, doesn't seem to like me, it's a big enough deal for this yeah. signal breaker idea where the whole city well, comes yeah, together. I with actually this take it as worse. Symbol. I actually take it as it's the signal breaker. He just doesn't want these people on TV bitching and moaning about what's going on, and this is supposed to calm him down so you see the bad symbol and not see these because he seems to have even gone into like the TV and stuff. He's going to be in trouble. The FCC is going to have a lot of problems <laughs> with him, but we go off then. The FCC ain't in charge hey, of yeah. me. <laughs> we go off uh, to go see uh, Jefferson and Barbara, and I didn't like the scene. I didn't like it at all. And no, this, this what is wrong with? I'm telling you, I really like Brian Hill's Batman. Besides for that whole brutal nature yeah. that he might have had, like you know, years ago. I want to say that's after Jason Todd died, before Tim Drake came along, when he did this to Karma. But yeah, for some reason, I'm okay with everything here. But like you know, I like his Bruce Wayne now. I do not like his Barbara Gordon. No. I don't know what's wrong with her, where she has to come off yeah. and do these things. Like you are grown enough to know that these things are bad ideas if batman appoints this guy yep. in charge you might want to follow and, and suit, here's, you know don't here, put i have a problem there, though and then don't I go even yourself. have a bigger problem a wraparound problem where you saw already last issue barbara said listen jefferson mr pierce uh you don't get it batman has told you not to do what he wants Good. you to do to test if you'll do it and that so they kind of were on board with that a little. Like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's see what you got. We go to here. Well, now Barbara's doing what should have been like kind of what they were talking about last issue. He, she sends out Orphan. In the meantime, Jefferson's like, you can't do that. And then it gets to the end where Batman wraps it around and then says, listen, he talks for me. Well, th- this is what we started with. You kind of are going around in circles with this whole – and to me, unfortunately – it seems that Brian Hill's big thing was to get Black Lightning in the story. He doesn't have much to do right now because it's more, and that's my all. biggest issue. And he doesn't have anything for Batman yeah. to do either. You put Barbara Gordon in here on top of Black Lightning, which everybody showed Whoa. up to this party 
for Black Lightning. Yes. It's an added bonus where we find out we had this new kind of Gotham yeah. Knights little team going on. And I'm like, oh, Batgirl, Orphan, you know, Signal, that yeah. sounds cool. We have nothing no. for Duke to do. Orphan's going on her own while Barbara Gordon sends her out there and so she can sit at home and play Oracle. Yeah, she's like, playing Oracle. Why are you just while... sitting at home playing Oracle? What's Jefferson of going? going? He just looks out and sees the bat symbols everywhere and then just starts yeah. yelling at Batgirl. And it just – it doesn't seem like that. And I really thought this was going to be one of those where – and people may have complained. But this is what I wanted and what I thought because at the beginning, you did have Batman look like he was going to be out of the commission. He got the crap kicked out by Karma. So it looked Looked oh, yeah. like he was going to be bedridden, and this was going to be more of a Black Lightning story with almost, in my mind, Bruce being Oracle. Bruce would have been at, in bed, all screwed up, you know, messed up, but uh, you got to go left. Oh, I got this. Doing like. Oh, yeah, kind of like he plays. Yeah, with yeah, like we get. Yeah, exactly. Batman, yeah. And I thought that Black Lightning was going to be the main focus, and I really liked it. In the beginning of this, Black Lightning and Batman were, mwah, you know, he was really getting their voices, oh, but yeah. all of a sudden. Jefferson just seems to be standing around, mad at people because they're not respect. It, it just it doesn't seem to hit the way that it was before. Because like, oh man, where where's Cass? Oh, I sent her out, but what? I told you not to do this, and I tell I don't need bickering. It's, it's almost like like this is a real situation in life. It's like I'm Batman. I go out of my way to Metropolis. I'm gonna get Black Lightning to come and mentor the rest of my kids because yeah. he's a teacher. He can provide them with things that I can't. What's that? Oh, some shit's caught up, Jefferson. We can't really deal with you right now, yeah. so you're not going to have anything to do with like, it. Like, no, 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 you can't do that because this isn't real life. This is a comic book story. You can't like yeah. you know, bring him in yeah. and then have nothing to do. And it's almost like do. he's shown up to teach them, but now we found out that the school is shut down for two weeks, and he has nothing yeah. to do. In the meantime, Cass has gone out, uh, and me and you both love Cass. She yeah, I, awesome I love her. And, uh, she is the highlight yeah, I think of this so. book right And Batman now. runs into her then. And says, listen, doesn't say, like, what are you doing? He sneaks up on her and then says, listen, you know, you got to go get the kids. I'll deal with karma. Don't mess with him. I'll deal with karma. You got to get the kids and, and kind of and go to the light. Now, this is the thing. Leave, leave karma to me. Save the children and follow the light. I'm like, the thing is, you're, you're not orphaned, Batman. You I can know. speak in complete senses. Why? Why? And they, they're do. really pushing. They keep pushing this idea that karma may be able to read minds please Batman. Yeah, well, please go to the point where you know karma is reading minds or he's not because even even barbara says to Cass, be careful because he may be reading minds well that is the only thing that i thought that they're dealing with that but i don't know that he has super hearing batman whisper to her get black lightning get you don't need a riddle when there's kids with a bomb with, with 45 seconds left uh, you know whatever it is Cass does not know she's an assassin she is a killer she's not somebody that knows to and get even, the red the wire thing is like i don't i don't and the thing is not only that like say black lightning he's gonna show up follow mm. the light like, uh, does the story change if Karma knows that Black Lightning is coming? That's what I'm saying. I don't because, know, you know because at this point... Wouldn't, wouldn't Karma be able to read his mind when well, Black Lightning shows up? Well, here's the thing. The thing that doesn't kick in as well either because Batman says, listen, I'm pretty sure there's a remote detonator. So if Karma... So he's yeah. telling her all that out loud. So if, in fact, he's afraid that Karma hears, reads minds or whatever, he's going to know this anyway, but Batman's already going to be shutting down all the signal around, and that's it, yeah. All yeah. The, I'm saying all the remote triggers that he – if the thing is uh, triggered remotely, I'm using a small EMP device to make – or a signal jammer to yeah. make sure that yeah, no and, signal and, and, can get in. Yeah. So Cass, 
You can't so, talk yeah. to Batgirl anymore. So and then Batgirl's out. Batgirl's out and and again, now. it's a weird way to get somebody out of the situation. But I think that he is forcing the situation up. Well, that's the only well, reason the thing, there. Because if not for that, she's getting right to Barbara. Barbara is telling her how to disable this bomb. And he doesn't want that. He wants Black Lightning to do it. But all Batman has to say is after he shuts down all that... Black Lightning will be there to help. Make sure you wait for Black Lightning. I know he'll show. The funny thing is, though, I'm reading this, and it's like, Karma has a bomb rig to the children. I'm killing all the signals. Oh, no, Duke. It's like so many times. I'm like, <laughs> I wish Cass like, Duke, dead? I'm like, whatever. But, yeah, Cass goes off. No. And then I like Cass going to the kids. She goes there. And it's like, no fear, no cry. No woman, no cry. She's, she's singing some reggae. And she's that uh, I am help. And she's going to help the kids, which she does. And she takes her mask yeah. off. To yeah, I really like it. And, and that's well. one of those things. I'm like, that's yeah, a cool little it is. And that's part. one of yeah. those things where you have an adult when they lean down and, and get to the level of the kid. I, yeah. I really do like that. So she's there to calm the kids down. She. That's what I'm saying. Cass yeah. is the And she doesn't know how to disarm the bomb, but it is. Jefferson shows up. And is Jefferson showing up just to make sure Cass is okay? Does he? Re- I think that's the case. I don't think he realized right away that he was going to stop this bomb. But it, it's a cool way. No. But, again, you have to get Barbara out of the situation because she would have already been telling her how to disarm it. You want Black Lightning to do it. Right. In the meantime... And I didn't and, think about in, that. In the so meantime, Batman well. has to face karma and goes and, and basically says, look at me. You know, you want to see what you did? Takes off his mask. And it's a weird thing, too, because the minute he takes off that mask, why isn't Batman going to town? He is so aghast by what happened. But that mask is off. You kick it I'm out of his you, hand. If that mask comes off, I'm not about to no, punch it because now I'm worried about I my don't care. skin you on might my get, knuckles. You might get the hat, but hey, you're going to stop the villain. But he has his main thing off. you got to react. But he does react. Ugh! I love that that panel. I was like, <laughs> uh, but he does say, like, listen, I'm yeah, so sorry. Like, you know, I see you. Uh, this is what you did. Now let's fight. And it's a two pronged fight. They fight for a while. We go off the cast then, and the whole deal is Black Lightning shows up, and they're gonna detonate the bomb. But we already had it set up before that Black Lightning can kind of envelope the whole deal, and he can use his yeah. powers to envelope. It's kind of a weird deal where he's yelling that like he's like yelling it hurts field. so much and stuff like that, and whatever. But uh, they do. They get the kids out while he's controlling this blast. Then we go back to Batman and Karma again, and this is a very quick-moving issue. Uh, Karma beats the crap out of Batman pretty much again. And the big thing is, though, Batman's there, and he's making himself think crazy thoughts. He's He's got thoughts going wild. It's like Tanya on a good day. Your thoughts yeah. are spinning, Batman. Why can't you control your own mind? I think that's mind? awesome. So you yeah. won't know what's next. what I'm doing. Yeah, I like this. that. I, I thought that that's a really cool way for Batman. I, I'm telling you, I like that where he throws a batarang into you yeah. know, Karma's shoulder. That's fine, but for some reason, when he then activates something where yeah, it's kind of it's a very uh, cartoony deal. All around, I like it. It It's very very cartoony. cartoony But the thing that makes me laugh is that Karma's fighting Batman, and he can read his thoughts. He can read. Does Batman sit there and fight and like left cross? Right jab. Like, you know what I mean? Some of these things would be extinct. He wouldn't be able to read his line. It's almost as if he sees a second of the future then, not just read mine, because a lot of things that Batman would do would not just be thoughts. You know what I mean? Uppercut. Well, maybe he doesn't Uppercut. see a second of the future no. or read minds. Maybe he well, reads minds he's, a second Well, he's just the saying future. he reads minds. I think it's just set up because that's where Batman gets the idea because I know everything you're going to do. Yeah. I, I know. And this is the thing that – Poor yeah, Batman, poor thing. Batman yeah. and this detective, because every time 
it seems he fights a villain. They always do this. Uh, when you had the League of Shadows, that when you had Colony. Remember, Colony was made to actually fight like Batman. So when Batman fought him, they knew exactly what he's yeah. doing. The guy can't catch a break. Uh, but yeah, they're trying to get out of there. You do have karma. Guy needs to freaking change up his yeah. fighting styles. What he needs yeah, to do? Really? It's stale. Left cross. Uppercut. Uppercut. We gotta, we gotta tie his freaking shoelace together and chase the chicken yeah, or something. And then start beating meat. And I don't mean that in a sexy way. Or do I? Uh, I but do. yeah, uh, you have Jefferson containing the blast, and then they get out. And you do have a cool ass, you know, action deal where Cass and Jefferson you could jump on the motorcycle. Batman uses the, you know, the, the hook, gets on it. They're gonna go out, but then they go back to the Batcave. And it looks like Barbara's skedaddling. She's had enough. <laughs> She's, he ends up where Batman's like, yeah, for now. Even Batman. No, nah, I just think they're making it so that theme. later on in other books, we're like, why isn't she still pissed? I don't think she'll. Well, I don't think she'll be back here. And if she does, it'll be surprised. It's only one more issue. I mean, that's it. And then we go to a different run. Yeah. And I don't think it's going to have anything to do with this anyway. So she kind of skedaddles. You have her leave. I, I like this thing though, where you know Batman's sitting there, t- you know, about to yell at all the kids and stuff like that. Pointing at Jefferson, he speaks for me. I want to get a like you know a drawing of Green Arrow pointing yeah, at me yeah, like that. Yeah, really. Eric's, the he problem is though me. is Batman, like you said, and then I can say he that ends I speak up being Riddler. Fans, right? He ends up Does being Riddler. He ends up because he'll never just. Why didn't he say this before? He kind of said to Jefferson, and he said to Jefferson when he got there, listen. Barbara's not going to want to accept you as the leader. She respects me too much. Yeah. You're going to have to fight that. And now is mad at Barbara for doing exactly what he said she'd do. I also like Cass. Cass there, crossed arms. Look, throwing shade, throwing knives at, at freaking Barbara when she did nothing to Cass. She was the one who let Cass go out and helped her. And then Cass looks upset. Then she looks devastated. But she's going to go and says, don't worry. And says, don't worry. We have to find Fleet Delmar, which we didn't say that. That is karma. The, yeah. the biggest problem with this all is the fact that Batman, why did you send him away? I know that he was having some, you know, you had to get out of the situation. You were trying to save him, but you let him go again. And then you have like classic uh, Easter eggs behind Jefferson and Batman. There's the 66 Batmobile that looks pretty cool there. Uh, but he says, he looks says, awesome. listen, I got to learn some new techniques. I know how I have to defeat karma. I just don't have the clear way of doing it but i have a teacher who will teach me and it ends with katana showing up she's there with her soul sore and they're probably yelling and screaming at her which is which is kind of a cool time the to the, the outsiders of suicide squad we had before that she let batman and you know mm-hmm. Deadshot go which put her on the outs yeah. with amanda Waller. yeah and, and this squad. is another one of those wink winks for the batman and the outsiders book that we're pretty much yeah. told a bunch of times can't happen. Can't so happen. It, it makes you no. just, it's like one of those where, you know, you see this and it's just going to get you upset. But yeah, we're going to see what happens. And I believe that at the end, maybe karma ends up in the soul sword. Maybe she'll, he'll be one of the, the souls in there as well. But we'll see how that goes. I hate. I really don't like Katana. The Soul I love sword Katana. I don't. The Soul Sword. It, it all depends how they play the Soul Sword. Sometimes in the comics, she just talks to it like Chewbacca. So she's there and like, yeah, I yeah. hear you, Sword. I hear you, husband. And then there's other times where she walks in a room, and, and there's sometimes, though, when she they play it off, which they did, I think, in the Suicide Squad earlier in the deal, where she walks in a room, you know. Uh, 
Anger, anger, shame, shame. I don't need you with that. That's not giving me nothing. But uh, I don't mind. I like Katana. But yeah, and it looks great. And Katana looks awesome at the end. So I'm actually going to go up a couple points in my score. Uh, mainly art, though. I, I still stick by the whole idea that the story like this, yeah. just didn't really push it that much forward. We just had another two battles, you know, a two-part battle, mm-hmm. and then have Karma get away again. And then we had, you know, Jefferson again kind of saved the day and cast there to kick ass and that, that's really it i mean there was nothing wrong that got me angry but i also wasn't wild which is kind of a repeat yes, that that's we what had i'm saying before, it's like the same deal and yeah, so I, i'm going with a seven out of ten on the side i give it a six eight i'm going to go up to a seven uh for the art but I, I really can't go that much higher but i'm still on board i'm still you know excited about all yeah, this it's still oh yeah, entertaining yeah i still comment. really like it and it's one of the best batman that we've had all of rebirth i'm not going to go against that it's just as an individual issue this is kind of setting up it, to me, it's one yeah. of those when you see this and, the you know, Brian Hill has everything charted out, you do – I mean it's it's not crazy to think that you want to end with the crazy big issue. So you have to – you know, you can't resolve a lot in the second to last issue, the penultimate issue. I understand, but I have to wait now for two weeks to see how kick-ass it is. But I, I do like it. What would you give it? I give yeah. it a seven out of ten as well, and I'm sorry, I really enjoyed the art in this. Thing. I like I had a lot of nitpicks throughout this whole review when we were talking about. It. Thought some things were funny, some things were kind of forced to get there, but overall, this is an enjoyable yeah. issue of uh, Detective Comics. I I think it was better when it started here. We're just kind of meandering about and repeating some of the stuff that we've done, so we can lead up to that big finale of Brian Hill's arc. But like I said, it's still an entertaining comics of seven yeah. out of ten. Stage eighteen. Of the gonorrhea circus, get your ass eaten up by the bats. I did not call customer service. Customer service, the bats. That's because I don't have my pop filter right now. I have to clean it, and I, I own. And some matches like you know, working at the bank's customer service is stage ninety-five of the gonorrhea. Stage seventy-nine and a half of the gonorrhea is working the customer service for the TD banks. There you go. Uh, stage seventy-eight and a three-quarter is not laughing at Jim's jokes. I thought I was running routines. I, I was actually practicing. He was a sounding board for me. I think that that's what I'll do. I'm going to become a stand-up comedian. And instead of going to small huh? venues to try jokes, I'm just going to call TD Bank and use their customer service as a sounding board for the joke. So I'll, they'll go with me. I'll always come up with some. So Sounds what like I'll do is plan. I'll go online and I'll access. You're always having oh, yeah. money. Well, no, case. I'll just go online and I'll enter the wrong <laughs> password to my account. I think you get like six tries and then it locks it. And then I'll call. I don't know what happened, but, you know, I was walking down the street the other day and I noticed that I'm, a, I'm an observational comic, Eric. I didn't know if you knew oh. this. Who are these people? Who are these people? Hey, hey you know yeah. what, guy? When you go trick-or-treating on the October 31st, that's trick-or-treating. You go on November 1st, that's called begging. Ow! There you go. I'm working on my routines as yeah, it is. Yeah. Spreckin. Or if you don't go at all, that's Eric's depression that makes him get Spreckin bad again. Spreckin, see, douchebag. That's one of my characters. <laughs> Spreckin, see, douchebag. I actually got all upset earlier when I was at that farmer's market. Because we were looking at some stuff and Jess like, what do you want to do for Halloween this year? Not be depressed when no kids yeah, show up? Yeah, and she's like, you know what? I have an idea of this other sort of business opportunity i might uh, venture into seasonal uh you know seasonal jobs are for me she said which i did see that when i had you drop me off at Ollie's yesterday and then i went to redner's that the spirit halloween will be opening up that old cvs mm. by redner's jess said she wanted to get a seasonal job and eric said hey then start selling basil bitch ow there you go ow <laughs> there you go eric he's working are you there td bank 
is, <laughs> is Bank on the line. I gotta remember that shit because this actually could oh, come up a conversation. You're gonna at use home. that. I really want a seasonal I job. Might. Hey, why don't you work on the sage, bitch? Out. There you go. I'm on a roll, Eric. I'm on a roll. Butter me up. Oh, what's next? It's your book's next. Uh, what is it, Eric? Red Hot and the Outlaws, number 25, written by Scott Liddell, with art by Dexter Soy, Trevor Hairsign. Huh? <laughs> For some reason, this name Hairsign really throws me off when I look at it, but Hairsign, <laughs> Ryan Wynn, Phil Hester, Andy Parks, Veronica Gandini, Rain Barreto, Mad Pencil Studio, and Taylor Esposito. There's some Batman's come from Red Hood, but that's the least Keep of my going. Keep going. Huh? Batman's come for Red Hood, but that's the least of his problems, is that Outlaw's HQ is falling from the sky, and our anti-heroes are doing their dims to try to stop it. In the end, we see the last of this iteration of the team, and while some stuff seems really forced to come to an end, it was a decent issue yes. overall. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it more than you. I, I really enjoyed it. I have no problem with what Batman does. I like what it sets up. Uh, it kind of, you need something else for Jason, and you're going to skirt this issue with the whole deal. First off, I thought it was very silly throughout this whole thing of Batman, like, you have one last chance, and stuff like that, because it just didn't hit with me. I would have rather him, if you're going to go one route, is to have... Well, it's not even like the last chance. Like, if you're going to operate in my city, you're not yeah, going to kill anybody. I, I don't want I you know, to kill but anybody. Still, the, the reason he said that was because he kind of pretended to kill somebody before. To, to me, when he said that... Yeah. And he was killing people before. Yeah, but even then, he wasn't killing that many. And even then, it just seemed like a weird progression. Like, yeah, you killed a ton of people, but, you know, you can't in my city. I I just wanted it to be one of those things where the one guy in my band, and this is something very common, where, no, when we would go uh, out and we'd play, like, we're in West Virginia, we get a a gig, as we called America in the business, at Penn State. Uh, Listen, this, uh, yeah, we, we would everybody. go to Penn State or something like that, well, or Pittsburgh even. When we crossed that state line, you know, my buddy Ken did not think he had a girlfriend anymore. The state line erased that. And I, I'm telling you, how, all I could think of is you have Jason Todd, and he's like, you're going to go down, buddy. Now let's go and try some outside the city limits. Boom, you're dead. And it's just, I would have rather, if we were going to go this route, I would have rather it be the redemption. God, that would have been, been hilarious. That would have been amazing yeah, if they would have just done, that. done that because of the yeah, role that Batman put role. on him. And what I would have rather have had is him saying, listen, Jason, I love you. You're one of my sons. We, we have been on the outs because of this killing or whatever. We're stopping that now. And please, just let's do it. The deal, not like old ultimatums and you do this, it's my city, stuff like that. It just was said up to fail anyway i mean the minute that he said that was set up for this issue and what goes on and well, yeah. I, i'd rather him have accepted him so if he's not going to do this if we're not getting him on the painting eric go full out red hood make him this what we see here where he's like yeah i still don't think he's going to be killing people left and right i just think no, I, I, I don't is- think that they would do that that would ruin the character and in fact batman would then be on his tail all the time I don't know. I'm telling you, I was looking at some solicits over here. It seems like he's yeah, no, I bet you he doesn't kill around. anybody else. I bet you he never because he didn't not. kill anybody here. He, he didn't kill the penguin. He's not dead. True. And so, but that's the thing is that they actually don't talk about. It. They actually make it seem like yeah, he murdered well, the penguin. Outright I just think in that this uh, issue. Batman's They're going trying to play attempted murder it. isn't very good in Batman's book as well. But uh, with this though, you tell yeah. me Jason Todd's going to go kill people and do this. They don't even let villains basically kill people anymore. We have the darkest of dark stories, and everyone ends with the villain getting away and the hero sitting there. Oh shucks, but at least everybody lived. 
I just watched Karma fucking instead of Lady well, on was, Fire two was weeks there, ago. But she's, yeah. And then what happens? Did Batman do anything but let him go? We we had a freaking, what's it called? Flash War ends and he get, Zoom gets away. We have all this nonsense and nobody, we had another issue later, I forget, when we were talking, maybe one of those with Reggie. They just let people get away. They they always, oh, yeah, Hector he Hammond. just gets away. They they never, so He's yeah, for Jason to go around there, shooting people, I, I would I would highly doubt it. Uh, we'll see. Uh, but... Batman's pissed, and I like it. I like the idea of getting him out of Gotham. I don't like him in Gotham either. It's too much. When you're not going to have him accepted by Batman and, and get that in why have him in Gotham? There is no reason. That's the thing is, he was kind of accepted by Batman. Yeah, he but he was, never, he was accepted like but he, with an ultimatum. He doesn't have an ultimate. Damien is doing yes, worse. Please don't yeah, shoot Yeah, but I'm saying, how many times do we see Batman show up and them having, you know, a, a talk? When does Jason, every second issue of Nightwing, he's calling Batman for help. You have Batman showing up and all. And Jason's just left out there, so get him out. Have him. There's no reason for him to have any connection with Batman anymore, in my opinion, because it doesn't get you anywhere. He never is. He's always the you know the black sheep and always will be so fuck it go full out and have him just leave gotham and have his own deal i think that would be better this book in gotham this whole idea of oh batman he's gonna be on me the best thing we had they reference in here when he was having burgers with him that was pretty cool but other than that you don't have batman involved so get him the fuck out of gotham and have his own book and i'm with it it is a shame that we don't get uh you know the continuation of Artemis and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm bizarre, and bizarre, yeah. but still, uh, I, I like the idea of getting him out of the deal. And really, this this first part really is, like you said, it's just Batman beating the shit out of Jason, and then Jason. Well, even that at the beginning, we had this great little flashback. To it looks like when the Batmobile drove off a pier or something like that, mm-hmm. and we have Jason floating in water as Robin from years ago, and, and he got, wakes up with Alfred yelling zero, "Get a wake up, Master Jason! You know you got to get to the surface. You've been under too long." And then he goes down further and goes and gets Jason, I mean Batman, out of the Batmobile against Alfred's wishes, pulls up, gives him CPR. He's like, you're not going to get rid of me that easily. Like, I think, look, Jason, I promise you, if you yeah, leave, it's going to be your, your doing. It's not going to be mine. Like, yeah. And the wrap around there where, you know, you have, you know, Batman just pulling on Red Hood's like collar as he's dragging him. Like I told you this years ago, but you done messed yeah, yeah, up. Basically, kid. he's like you're out. I, I really yeah. like to wrap around for what we it had. Seemed a little forced to me, but that was fine. Uh, but yeah, he's like you're done and beats the crap out of him. But then Jason ends up, you know, they have the fortress falling, and and that's the that's the fourth thing in my mind where we have Bizarro, the smartest being in the universe at that point when he was smarty pants Bizarro. Knowing he was going to be getting dumber if something went wrong, yeah. if he couldn't get a synth K or whatever it was, why would the failsafe be? Yeah, if he was his 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 uh, brains, this fortress is going to fall down yeah, and kill and hundreds why of thousands it be? of people. Because it ends up, that doesn't it ends make up any that, sense. You know, stupid Bizarro comes up with the the solution. That's a pretty cool deal. Uh, he's all upset. He yeah. he asks, you know, Artemis, do you hate me like you hate Chair Zaro? And she's like, No, I'd never hate you. It's you know, we're we're buddies forever. And then Jason comes up, and Bizarro realizes the way to get rid of this is open a door and just jump through with a cable and pull it through, pull everything through. But Artemis says she has to go with him. Leaves Jason, pushes Jason. And they do. They go and disappear. So they're gone. Actually, finally kisses Jason. And Jay's like, so finally, how did you think? Even that yeah, was it was weird. okay. It's like a goodbye. It, you've, you've had this weird background thing where you like, you know, people have talked online. We had that weird date yeah. issue in the series as well, but you've kind of like in the background been pushing this, you know, will they, won't they aspect of will Jason and Artemis get romantic? 
And it was never really there in my mind for the point where they would end up kissing like, oh, my God, they did feel for each other like that. It was always like, you know, a playful thing that Artemis never like, you know, went with or even Jason didn't even seem to go with. For some reason, even with the revelation we have at the end of this issue, it seemed like he would have been getting together with Faye Gunn, you know, my granddaughter, my and which which would really have been a bad thing yeah. in, in retrospect. Yeah, really. Now. But it looked like things would happen more with that than Artemis. Like, that was Artemis, a Luke and Leia you know, situation little, going on behind exactly. the scenes that we didn't know but of. For all the for all the fun and games that you know, like Jason, like you know, was trying, you know, kind of being quirky with his, you know, um, pickup lines, or whatever, and like you know, Artemis not yeah. reciprocate or whatever. That was just there, and in my mind, I think never that would I think that Scott Liddell, I think, yeah, yeah, I think Scott Liddell thought that that had to be wrapped up, and or people would get upset, and it's just a kiss, and they go, and then yeah. Batman continues to beat the shit out of it. It's so funny, he's just killing him, and then he's saved, and it's by Roy, and it looks awesome. I mean, the art in this part is incredible throughout. Well, that's the thing; it's it's a weird thing in between because you start out with you know. Uh, Jason getting the shit beat out of him by Batman. Bizarro's showing up, and then Batman, I'm telling you, the progression there where Bizarro comes down, and there's just a hole and no more Batman. I'm like, I actually had to go wow. back and read that a couple of times in the preview copy that we got. I'm like, what the yeah. hell happened here? Because I didn't understand it at all, but then, you know, we go off, we, we resolve the whole, you know, fortress, the invisible fortress yeah, situation where Bizarro picks up a cable, goes through a door, and it ends up, like, you know, imploding yeah. on itself like the house at the end of Poltergeist and goes away, which is odd for what we have with, you know, Artemis and uh, Wonder Woman number 52 this yeah. week just being at the freaking Al Massey's bar in California. Maybe but, that's where it you know, went, there Eric. Bar, there you go. Who, how yeah, massive is Bar in California, Oakland? Go. Oh my god, all the places in the world you open and it just door, goes to Oakland. Oakland. Get out of town, yeah. Bizarro. Ace fan. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it ends, like I said, Batman is still like kind of beating him up. And back to Batman beating yeah. the shit out of him after they resolve this, you know, this problem, which I'm telling you, if they weren't beating the crap, if Batman wasn't beating the crap, maybe we could have had this resolved yeah. a different way or something. It's just, we just stopped hundreds of thousands of people from dying, Batman. Could you yeah, please stop hitting me in the it's face? It's funny because he, Jason's standing there like, I know you're behind me. Just roundhouses. <laughs> Batman blocks it. Uh, but yeah, it's beating him in the end. Roy Arsenal saves him. And, you know, I got you, buddy. And it's it's a great moment. The thing is, how does it's this work out, though? Though. Because everybody, they're going to be an annual number two. Red Hood and the Outlaws annual number two will be Arsenal. Yeah. But again, I think that's it. And he's done because he's off to the sanctuary. And he's one of the six people yes. that DC just announced may die. So is that, you know, is this just set up to have that for him? to talk to Jason then about going off to the sanctuary, which would suck. Uh, yeah, sure. maybe, you know, how that works out, but I'd love it. Because that's the thing. is, for, Like, we didn't have Roy in the series. You know, I like when they changed up the Outlaws team. You know, when this started out in the New 52, we had Starfire Roy, yeah. and Roy and Jason. I really liked that team. And then we had, you know, Red that's Hood my, and Arsenal, which was not, not a great but that's book, my favorite but I love- team. The two of these guys yeah. is the best. And the two of them together, because they're such yes. good friends. And that's the thing. When we favorite. started this, I'm like, oh, no, we don't have Roy anymore. They had a fallen out to a degree. But here when we get, you know, the rest of the team's gone. Artifacts are out. And, and, Roy and is it, the last and, man. Yeah. He's still his best friend. Really? He's there when Jason needs him. Like, that and is a in cool synergy, way to end this little yeah, like, part in of the synergy, series. we had that Green Arrow, the Benson's first, I believe it was, where uh, you had yeah. uh, Green Arrow say to Roy, like, hey, you know, you're not able to do this. And he said, well, what? Jason treats me like an equal. We're, we're partners. Like a partner, yeah. And that 
is very good, the way that it comes here. And also, I sit there, and it, the whole deal, Dexter Soy's leaving the book. We have a lot of things ending with this. And, and the worst is, is that, boy, if it was a, a Red Hood and Arsenal book with Dexter Soy, just that page, I'm like, oh, my God, Roy looks so cool. And I love them together. Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. I mean, we, we talked about it. It was more – it almost was like how we say the Super Sons book. The stories weren't great, but I love them together. Yeah. I love them together. I like their buddies and all that. And they did have a pretty good, you know, back and, and even forth. Even when they had the Joker's daughter yeah. jump in. And, and that was the best that we saw of, of her. And uh, I'm telling you, it started out great. didn't end no, well. No, it, it was, was a, cool a good aspect. aspect. It really was. Uh, it's funny, too, because you have them, and it's like it's kind of a victory lap. Like you could convince me, though it's not the case, that this is Scott Liddell leaving the book. Like he's bringing all these yeah. things back. And if that was the case, like Starfire I, would show up. Feel yeah, like that, I could say, like, okay, which he is. Which you still kind of have because, like, where we had the – Weird head movies of uh, Bizarro last issue where he's seeing yeah. the strange outlaws team with Artemis, him, Starfire, Roy, Creeper, like all of them together fighting off these villains. You, you yeah. do have that here where you have the same thing. Yeah, in a which comic is, book yeah, form it, it seems like had. the next one there with the comic book form seems to be the Bizarro head movie comic. Uh, and it, it's okay. They're fighting the Joker. Batman, you know, respects them. There's not much to this uh, story. It's no, okay. it's just to yeah, really it's tie cool. up that whole yeah, Ma yeah. Gun bit, you know, like, you know. And it's such a weird thing because we have Ma Gun. She's still in that, you know, house. Ma Gun's freaking home for wayward children inside of a bottle. Where we have Solitary show up, who we've seen yeah. in the background throughout this thing, and a lot of people have speculated that that was Willis yeah. Todd and stuff like that, Jason's father, you know, uh, back from the dead and having powers. He's the guy who said that he got, you know, he made the situations show up for Artemis and Bizarro and Jason all to get together. He's the guy the pulling the strings in the background, and here you find out that not only is Solitary with yeah, Willis is. Todd, yeah, Jason Todd's strong. father – Anthony Ma called Gunn it. It's true. I know. There's the twist. Yeah, and nobody saw that coming. And not even just the no. fact that she is Jason's grandmother and still treated her, treated like crap, yeah. treated him like crap. Uh, but was not, it's a weird way that she kind of was. That's the thing. She's like, I lied to myself then. I was a different person. Yeah. I betrayed the trust of those children, put it in me, you know, for something yeah, as filthy as money. Like, I'm not that person. Well, like, you know, and it's just so like, we all have so much to atone for, mom. And this seems like, for some reason, like, we have this whole almost big happy family coming together. Almost – I even say oh, like this. It's like, it reminds me of a horror movie where we have the worst of the worst yeah. coming together to pull somebody back into a life. You know, we got to get my boy. You know, like, yeah, we got to yeah, get yeah. my grandson. But these are people who really do want to seem to want to atone for their crimes in the past, stuff like that. Or like, you know, letting Jason down as a whole. So maybe that will be the turning point where he does – Get off on his yeah, own here for a little while. Goes a little buck wild, but then you know he has daddy and grandma. Yeah, if they go back to that, I mean, here's the thing: if Scott for. Liddell does leave, and it's a weird thing. I mean, Scott Liddell's been doing these characters forever now, and if he does leave, yeah. uh, I think this all gets shoved aside. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully he doesn't leave before. Well, I don't. I don't. Think oh, he's I'm saying you don't know that because though. This is Dexter because Soy's it's Dexter Soy's, but issue, the but... book isn't selling. This there the next right. step would be either to change creative team fully or cancel it. I mean, it is not selling at all. It's one of the worst selling of the regular books. So hopefully he gets it's time. Yeah, it's one of the best yeah, series like that we have going on. I don't know how to sell better. But the weirdest part is we have we end this, you know, solitary whatever power he has he can't stay in this bottled house for a long time. He then leaves, like, just kind of disintegrates away to go back to, and my gun, she's just, you know what, I'm just going to stay here to atone for things. Yeah, I've gotten like kind of purgatory. grown accustomed to this being, you know, her almost little, exactly, her own little personal prison, but like, 
Where is this I don't bottle? Know. It looks at? like it's in a bunch of trash. It looks like it would have been maybe in some place that got destroyed or whatever. Because it was, it was. Yeah, in the and I think maybe it still is wherever it went and crashed. I, I don't know because it does look yeah. like it's in wreckage, and then it ends with Finn, Eric, and then yeah, my score goes up. What is this Finn. Finn story? Uh, yeah, the whole thing is, uh, I bet you some people uh, would even say that. Uh, What's his name? Willis might have died there. It's a little crazy the way that ends. And a lot of people were confused. Well, he's like, I can't stay long. Yeah. You, know, you are far away from home, and even my omnipresence, it seems, yeah, has I, its I'm limits. telling you, I don't know that we'll ever see them again just because of the fact that I, I don't think the book's going to last long enough to get back unless he gets right back to it if, if he does. But it'd be a weird way where you almost have to reset it up then because a lot of people will jump on when they change up you know, the, the tone of it and all. And I think that they would have to re- restart everything. It just seems weird, that whole thing, and that this might be Scott Liddell saying, we're not really going to get back to it. I just This is like him, like, okay, she's just in the bottle. If we ever want to get back to it, we will. And and there you go, Willis. Just disappear off to your wherever you are. I actually, yeah, I actually think that, that we're not going to see much of them. We'll see. We'll see uh, how it goes. Of course, when you have that little cartoony comic book deal, you have the Joker has to have a uh, what's it called? The uh, bloody crowbar. crowbar. I'm sick of that. But yeah, yeah, it sucks because Dexter Soy kicks ass and now he's gone. And uh, but I like this issue. What did you give it? I gave this issue a 7.5 out of 10. I really liked it, but there were some ideas in here, like the forced nature of the HQ of the outlaws, just falling to get rid of the whole thing. All right, you know, Bizarro's going to go through the store, and Art of said, I got to go with him. Yeah. No, you don't. But because you have to, you have to. Just a lot of things just really felt forced to get to a close of this. But overall, I yeah, really enjoyed I'm this issue. Yeah, I'm taking it that she's just there because she's not afraid of the fortress or anything like that. I think she's afraid that where they end up, whatever happens, that Bizarro is by himself and he can't be by himself. He's, he's just their dumb little guy and she needs to protect him. I think that that's the only reason she would have went through uh, is all for Bizarro. And, you know, they kissed. It's fine. Uh, that ties it up. They go. But then again, Again, I mean, we've already read an issue this week where we saw Artemis, so it doesn't, you know, some things, and I read that Wonder Woman first, so seeing this, I'm like, eh, you know, I've seen Artemis in another book already and things like that, but I'm going to give it an 8.2. I really liked it, and the art was incredible. Uh, but we're going to go to the last book of this section, Eric, and that is Catwoman. Catwoman number two that came out, and both of us thought that the Catwoman number one felt like it came out six years ago. It really seemed sure like did. it was a long while. But it is Catwoman number two, written in art by Joel Jones. The reason I love the first Catwoman issue was because it seemed to quickly try to escape from the shadow of Batman and the debacle of the wedding issue. Well, we take a big step backwards, as uh, you will see my positively has taken a step backward as well. Besides the overabundance of Batman and wedding references, this issue felt odd, and pretty much ultimately I was bored. I hope Joel Jones gets back to what made this first issue so good soon because – Not even old no-nos no, has a lot it to just, do. And this is another one that it was over so quickly, and I just didn't like it. And even the concept, it happened. starts off – and we ended the last issue with her going up chasing the one cat woman and ending up in that warehouse with all those cat women. Full and of other cat she women, yeah. just now the wraparound is these people were hired what they think is going to be a flash mob. It's at least the one. But if the one is gonna say that, oh, we don't really know why we were hired to impersonate you, you know, it kind of came from the governor with why are they immediately attacking Catwoman? I mean, she shows up. No, and, and number one, not only being Catwoman. good, but why 
wouldn't they think that she's just another person there to join in? I mean, when you have this idea, because she has her yeah, well, when exposed. you have this idea of when she actually ends up kicking and tackling this one poor girl, like, what are you doing, hun? Oh, uh, it was an audition, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm an actress. I'm a stage mostly, but so so. Why were you involved in fighting? Are, are you lying? Yeah, are you lying? Uh, what what is the deal going on? Did you think that this was some you know pop performance art where everybody gets uh, the one lady has a bad with nails in it this, this, this does not equal out to flash mob well i always carry a, a, a well, bat who does i mean that's what i call the sun helper is what i call her that, that is called get the kids to do the chores helper no it just yeah. it doesn't jive you have all the and they all look pissed immediately as if they've been waiting to get her drawn there but that's not the case either so no, I just imagine we didn't we didn't get to see the conversation right before Catwoman came in where like they're all bitching about we're stuck in this hot ass small room. If one more Catwoman shows up, I'm <laughs> no, gonna lose yeah, my yeah, goddamn actually, mind. Actually, the one girl goes in right before uh-huh. Catwoman and says, "Listen, they only have enough pay for eighty of us. This this bitch coming here, she's gonna ruin it all." And then they fight. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't understand. You go from fighting for your life to it just being a flash. It just doesn't make sense. Plus. I really, really liked that first issue. To me, it was it was 100% Joelle Jones. I was reading it. I was getting a really good sense that she was doing her own Catwoman, that she had a voice of Catwoman that really fit with me. It really did. It clicked with me. This narration at the beginning was 3 a.m. If I can make this last, I'm sure sleep will come. My bed won't feel so empty if my body is too... It's it's Batman narration. It sounds so yeah. much like Tom King narration. Please, please get away from that. You have and it's funny to me too. We uh we we find out in this issue that Catwoman is actually in California, and we I think we just yeah. debated about where we were yep. last time we talked about this because nothing about it no, seemed no. like California until and, they said and it with here. It though I like that because that's to me she's staying in the U.S. but she's going the furthest yeah, away. She yeah, she went side, to the other yeah. side. She doesn't want to deal with it until she does and and. Ca- it, it's so weird. It's as if they said to her, like the editorial said, listen, you're going to have this issue come out the same day, the first issue of the wedding. The wedding ain't yeah. happening. So what you're going to have to do is try not to reference it too much because people are going to lose their goddamn minds. They're going to be so pissed. And you have to – and plus, remember, you were supposed to read Catwoman two. first, then the wedding. So yeah. you didn't want to reference too much. No, no you, were supposed to read, you were supposed to read the wedding first. No, it first was Catwoman, Catwoman first. You were supposed to read, I thought. Didn't they say it was – yeah, we'll have to go so. back because I think it was pretty much spelled out. Because that wouldn't make sense. You'd know – you know yeah, but I, I, yeah, but still, there wasn't a lot of. Re- they wanted to kind of get that away, and they didn't want anybody to get it spoiled. So it ended up, and I think that should have been the way they went from here, because all of a sudden, then everything's about her being sad. This isn't why people wanted this book. Now there are a lot of people reading Batman who went off to get this Catwoman book, but there's a lot of people who want this Catwoman because they want a, a different Catwoman. They don't want that nonsense they had, it, and this was their it, deal. So. It, 
It's funny to me, too, because we had the whole idea, you know, and this was Bane's idea to break the bat because Batman can't be happy. So we had to break up the wedding and stuff like that. So now we have a brutal Batman. But because of this, now we have a Catwoman who at one point was able to take down Talia al Ghul, who's getting beat yeah. up by some flash mobbers because yeah, she can't yeah. think and, straight. Because and that's, and that's the deal the is maybe that's the way that they are trying to ease you into a Catwoman that before was – just able to just kill everything and now she can't do a thing but uh yeah i just i like this better as a way that i can have my character i like and not have to worry about what happened you know now especially we're a month away and kind of go but it goes back to that where everything leads to her i'm so sad here's this but you can't take this ring and all that well in the meantime we do see no nos uh there old oh, no nos there where you have the cat woman that ended up killing the cop and all that and it's it seems like we had this thing with the cops and i thought it was going to be more interesting it basically just ends up being listen you're going to get attention to us and plus those cops were on the take they were they were already on the payroll you can't do this so they end up just bashing in her hand and then maybe knocking her out or killing her i don't know they end up giving her a shot and while we have another cop whose partner got killed yeah he's trying trying to to find his own deal to take down catwoman Well, he's in a department full of crooked cops. You don't want to give yeah, him any information. Yeah, and even there, you're getting this, like, the gray areas of, listen. And I think it's, when we went into that, I'm like, uh, that section of the book, I mean, I'm like, I, yeah, I don't I know what's either. going yeah, on. It I took me a second too. to really think back. Because like, I don't know, oh, yeah, you don't shit, know these on, characters yet. You don't recognize them no. offhand without saying something. I thought it was just two dudes hanging out in a bar. And then he says, and there is that gray <laughs> area where the one guy is trying to find out what's going on with this investigation of his partner. And the meantime... Yeah. You kind of lessen that by showing us where Nono says that guy was crooked, the guy who got killed. So I'm like, yeah. I, I really don't care that he died now. So you just pretty much, you know, wipe that out of my mind. But the guy says, hey, listen, I know you're crooked. He's, basically, you don't say shit like this to a crooked cop. You, no. You, he no, he doesn't. Yeah, because he's like, listen, I know you're on the take, too. What, what the hell are you saying? Like. I don't, there's nothing about it. I know, you know, that's how the things are in the city. But I just want to know: Are you being honest with me? I'm like, don't go there. And in the meantime, the governor has a press conference about the cops who had been killed. And says, "Listen, we're doing our best. We have the families. We feel bad. Whatever." And by the way, I have prostate cancer. I am stepping down. I can't, you know, function in this and do. What? How odd I, is this out of nowhere? It's, it's so a sex weird. Issue. We don't really Seriously. know this guy. We just know his yeah, wife's oh a hideous fucking monster who and has these, some kind of plan. And these sons are weird as shit. All of a sudden, now. And all of a sudden, this, this guy has prostate cancer, and it's going to have to move yeah. up old no timeline. I'm like, yeah. you're throwing and a lot out of here. If you were reading right this, away, if you were I'm reading this and following. didn't know, and I said to you, tell me to 100% of what you would think, is this an ongoing or is this a six issue mini? You would think it's a mini. It's playing well, a out as a mini where things are just rushing in the second issue and, and then rushing but not going anywhere. I mean, we're rushing into things that don't need to be rushed and then not going anywhere in the things that we want to see progression because really, Selena in this issue ends up fighting faux Catwoman, women, goes and says she can't sleep because Bruce, and then gets gadgets. And then goes gets to gadgets sleep. from Carlos. I, you know what? And then. I actually love this one. Carlos shows up at the. Because she's staying yeah. above their. Uh, pawn their, shop. Like, uh, what it's is like called? a storage pawn shop storage and, uh, place. Yeah, because she has her stores thing above it like it's 11 a.m she's laying in bed there's a knock 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 and i'm like she's like did i wake you no i'm like bullshit you no i'm telling you she has her eyes open you, you see even when the knocks if you look carefully 
She's those saying no, those yeah. knocks. Made nah, her she's eyes saying open the right big there. thing is she's <laughs> saying she hasn't slept in months. Uh, but even then, though, she's, she's there, and he has gadgets, and you have to be like, "You want this? It's a lipstick gun." No, don't point at me. Taser ring, ring. No, uh, bat, a uh, bata. I have those. And here, oh, this looks neat. Oh, that's a rectal toolkit. Why? Why would he have that? Why, why do, what, what is a rectal toolkit? I, I guess tool it's kit. just something to scrape your rectum. I, I have no idea because she hands it back, but why did he have it? Because it, it looks a lot like the yeah, lipstick it does, gun. It has things there. I, it looks like you stick it up and then... Don't put that on your lips. Even the case. Why, why, why would he it have does. that? Why would he have that? And then he, she's there like, you know, I'm just sad. Oh, but he's got headlines. How I much? How, but why would you... He's bringing up gadgets that he went out and got, got and he maybe he just went and did something before yeah, he just, brought the gadgets it's in the box it's in the box that he brings up with all the gadgets it's stupid it's it's what a no gadget, it's supposed it? to be a it's joke a it's fucking stupid it's what it is it's just supposed to be a laugh j- it's stupid uh, because especially nothing else is going on I'm trying there's to have no fun, fun. You. fun what fun is it that here's this oh what is this something a rectal tool i'd say why the fuck are you giving this to me there's there's no reason to do that. Even if he said the joke would the Clean joke would have been him saying, "Oh whoa whoa, then that was for me." And then put it in his back pocket. It's so stupid. But then she's like, "How can I buy it? How, what do I owe you? Oh, Yola, how about that ring? No, not the ring. But how's that this ring? I I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I don't Just even know down. what's going on. I have no idea what the hell she's talking about uh, with that. She's got all these rings around and gives it to him. I'm actually mad that she didn't give that well, ring back to Bruce. The thing is, though, she says and she throws him a box with the ring and then she starts going through the other ring that has an exact same box. And then I thought maybe she pickpocketed him as he, <laughs> she can't stop. She's in there I'm like, I don't know what's going on. Uh, but, yeah, and then you have the guy with prostate cancer. We're going to push that. You have the, the dirty cops talking. And then it ends because the no-no says, oh, she'll come tonight. You know, we don't have to chase Selena. She'll be here tonight, and she does. She ends up at this gala in a car. Do you think she stole that car or is that car hers? Because she's acting as if she has nothing, and she lives above a park. I mean, that's an expensive-ass car. She goes, tells the guy, you know, keep it close, goes in, and it's the brothers that greet her. Maybe it's Carlos's. Yeah. That's his car, and he lives in a goddamn storage unit? Because I think he lives there, too. It's it's just stupid. It's to make her look fancy. She goes in this thing, and it's the brothers come out. Hello, Miss Kyle. We've been expecting you. And just like, I don't even know what happened, this issue. Uh, And what happened with the focus of a book that we're only in the second issue. And you got to show me more that Selena said. We get it. We get it. I, I just I want a story, and that first issue really was a nice setup to get to something, and it, it's disappeared. Yeah. Uh, you know, and my enthusiasm. I'm one of those now that it's now gone to the you get three issues, you, you don't like, and, and then I'm out. And if this was me buying it, the next issue was something like this, I'm out. I'm not interested in any of the yeah. angles. I'm not interested in no nos. I'm not interested in the governor. I'm not interested in the sons. I'm interested I, in what no-nos. are you interested in? What is she doing? I That's the know thing. We don't know lady. anything about it, and she's just supposed to be like this awful person, but we don't know anything. And I just, I'm not interested in anything that she's doing, and I just, I'm pretty much out. I gave it a six. I thought it was boring. I love the art. I think that the art's great, but as a story, the story's gone nowhere, and it took steps back for me. I'm really disappointed in this. 
Oh, it yeah. definitely has taken steps back from this issue from when we had this. Because I'd give it a six as well. And, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the art in this one, but I thought this one was serviceable for what the style is. You know, it's not something I'll ever be a huge fan of, but it tells the story enough. But uh, I want to know what's going on with no-nos. I want to know these things. And this issue didn't really give us something. I'm still giving it the benefit of the doubt yeah. with a six because I, it's the second I'm, issue of a series. I'm out. I, I'm really uh, – you actually, before you uh, spelled it out completely, in the second issue, two guys show up. And you had no idea who they were, and they're a major no. part of this book, and we had no idea. And that idea. was even a weird part of the first issue I thought that was odd, when they like that one guy's like, that's my partner who they're talking I didn't even know who they were referencing yeah, who was I'm in saying. charge, because I thought that lady yeah, was in charge of the I'm investigation. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. You have a major part of the story, and me and you, having read it and talked about it, and I reviewed it, I was the same. I'm like, who are these guys? Like, what's going on? And then I realized what it was, but that shows I am not invested. Also, you have a, a police officer, right? He just seems to be a detective maybe i i he mm-hmm. he, he has a that. driver and a fancy car i mean right there should be everybody should be on this guy's ass and now you're going to tell me if everybody's on the take nobody's on the take but really you have a, a city where the that they, one well, guy's not. i mean and, and that's supposed to be where it's funny too you have to see that he's not on the take why because he dresses like eric shea he looks a little like you that's why you have the guy Oh, look at me in my fancy suit. I'm on the take. Look at you in your flannel. <laughs> Must be nice. Uh-oh. Must be nice slumming it, pal. But even says, half the city's already on the take. On the take? No, we are the take. <laughs> you can't handle the Everybody, take. And, and again, you have a thing set up by Joel Jones. Now, just think of the idea. You have the bad guys are over-the-top, on-the-take police officers, a woman with yes. no face, and her sons that seem like they are weirdos. <laughs> and I'm telling you, sons. there is nobody, there, there is no gray area here. This is, and she is playing. I'll give her the thing even with the car, because it does look like an Austin Martin, or whatever, you know, it looks like a James Bond-type car. And when Carlos, he's the retarded Q, or M, or whoever it is. And so you have those references where you have the villains as these over the top villains but it's not fun it, it could be fun when you have oh that's a rectal then it doesn't make sense make have it fun and you can't have fun where you have a miserable character who's just bitching and moaning that she hasn't slept and she's fucking you know miserable i, I want more uh but there you go keep going wait, wait anything <laughs> anything else about no no's no no right now i'm looking up what a rectal <sighs> toolkit is and the thing is it looks like it pretty much is just a, a thing, like a little thing that opens up and all those out. little individual deals. Yeah. yeah, That's what I'm guessing because it's just got yeah, a bunch so of little tools would, inside. Yeah, why would that and, be there? Why would he think that that's – it's so – it, that's just toolkit. set up as a joke and it, it doesn't hit. Oh, you know Boy. what? You know what? There is a thing here. It is a rectal toolkit. is a 1960s CIA okay. filled with escape tools. Okay, this kit that's can be what it is. You stash it up your ass and then the have it out. But still, yeah. it, it's just there for a joke. Uh, but I get it now because it is that James Bond 60s type things that and he has. And she don't want stuff up her butt. Uh, until she does. But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for the first section of books. I'll give I'll give the benefit then of the rectal toolkit, but it wasn't explained <laughs> enough, and I thought it was just no, all of a sudden it was that. a Harley joke that didn't hit. But I I don't know this whole just the idea of out of nowhere the governor. Listen, I have prostate uh, you know cancer. I'm gonna have to step down the the sons. Did you know that, moms? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> and they also. I, w- I wish the sons were just I'm telling you, they friends. are to me, but they also, it reminds me of Futurama with mom and her sons. That's all it reminds yeah, me of. I can see uh, that. It should be two wrong turns on the mother. 
And, and she should be. One of them should be named Mimsy, and she should go, Mimsy, and slaps them. She should actually get them at times and bonk their heads together when they're fucking acting foolish. That'd be pretty good. Uh, but we'll see next issue. I hope it gets back to being a Catwoman book, not a Catwoman who just came out of a Batman book. I really want her to have a solo book, and this didn't feel like it. But we're going to go off to some mail now. Yo, it's mail call. It's mail with Jim. Hallelujah, it's mail with Jim. Oh, yeah, it's mail with Jim. Hallelujah, it's mail with Jim. Amen, it's mail with Jim. Hallelujah, it's mail with Jim. Amen, let's hear All right, and this is mail section number one. And if you want to be no, part no, no. of oh, the no. mail sections, you can email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com, Eric. That's what they do. And then you're they on do. the mail. Anybody will read it all. Everything. Love letters to Eric Shea. Love letters be. to Eric Shea. That's yeah. usually what we get. Actually, I don't we allow cover those. all of the letters. I don't allow them. We do both types of letters, Dear John and Love. Eric, there you go. Dear John, that's the best. That sends it to you. We talked about that last week. That you're like, does anybody know that? Dear John, you're like, oh, thank God it wasn't for me. Seriously. The first mail is from Damien. He says, here for a mail again this week. Guess who, Jim? I think it's Damien. Uh -huh, yeah. Ain't fooling you. It's the royal Joker Damien here. I read all the books this week, just not yet. And tonight I'm starting the Scooby books or maybe even something from the giant list of not Marvel or DC stuff the Get Fresh crew recommended me. Because he did ask people, what are some books that I can read besides the big two? Uh, yeah. Usually when I think of the big two, I think of me and you, Eric. Big fatties. You guys read any oh. of the Jetsons or Scooby-Doo comics, Eric? Not on purpose. Uh, I didn't read any of the Jetsons. Uh, the Jetsons are near and dear to me, Eric. Uh, one of my favorite things, and I did not want to be soiled by that nonsense. Because he's yelling at the gym, get me off this crazy yeah, thing. Yeah, and so now I, I think of myself as uh, Spacely Sprocket. <laughs> Jetson! <a> guy. <laughs> Mr. Sprocket. I love yeah, he's a little guy. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a little angry guy. Uh, he's a hair. I got you. Uh, if you had a movie, like they had the Scooby-Doo movies, uh, who would have played him in a movie? There's only one guy, and it's perfect. Oh, Danny DeVito, yeah, obviously. it's Danny DeVito. It definitely would have been. I bet Jim does edit the parts that Eric talks over him. He says, but yeah, I read the Scooby-Doo oh, team-ups. Those are awesome. Those are real fun. I haven't read that Scooby Apocalypse. I, I was not down with it when we started, and I, I gave up on that one. That's still going on, too. It's crazy. Uh, and I don't edit Eric. Uh, he just doesn't have anything to say. Right, Eric? I wish I had a beep that I could hit like you said something just there. I have read the Sandman Universe special, and I am on board for Lucifer. Maybe there's something coming out of that. It was very trippy, and I like the sassy raven. You like sassy raven? Raven. Is that like Raven no, Simone? I, I, She's sassy. I don't know. I didn't read that, but I was reading the Vertigo Lucifer series yeah, you like, uh, last year, the you year before that. that when I was that. I actually really I fell off it because 
we just got the podcast that's got so busy and all these other shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I forgot but, you read uh, those. I was getting yeah, those so I, I wish you actually – maybe I should go back and catch up on those yeah. because I don't know if it's going to have any continuation into this or not. But maybe like it was a cool series. Yeah, and then it just ended. It ended a, a bit. I think I actually you know. started watching it. I mean read it just because that I like that Lucifer TV series. Yeah, I remember you. It was funny. I forgot all about that, that you were uh, reading that. I like that this – it is for mature readers and can go to some weird, cool places. And I love the concept of the endless. It's brain food. I know you guys don't care, but I kind of like how the Sandman stuff takes place. We care, right? After what we saw in Metal's final issue. Actually, that's pretty cool. Actually, I didn't think it would even tie in at all. And with the ending, maybe a new dream. This is all new to me. So, yeah, it's cool, and I like it. I have a new dream, Eric. It's called going to bed on time on Saturday night. I want to know how we had the old dream with freaking, you know, that, that, that dream shouldn't even be in this continuity. My old dream was never meeting you, Eric. But little did I know that when I met you, it was a dream come true. So there. Sometimes what you don't want like if you ends up being what you want, and then you get dreams and nightmares. I also read I, – I read Titans 24, and as much as I hate what the Titans special brought us and what the source wall has them doing, I kind of like the villain. When you say the villain, I was thinking of the old guy. <laughs> Because Ernest he kind of made it. He's just talking about Prince. The, uh, source, the broken source wall is the bad guy, yeah. Jim. Well, yeah. Isn't he? Isn't he the bad guy of all these? LOL. Uh, Dark Knight's Six out of ten, he says. Uh, I'm sick of hulked out Wolfman Beast Boy. Oh, my God. We said that we like that. It's dumb and not the character. See, I did not like it, but at the same time, I had a couple moments. Source wall makes no sense. And why is it all of a sudden giving people powers and a random stuff? Oh, yeah, metal. See, I like metal. But all the same time, I'm not looking forward to the Batman who laughs anymore because apparently he's partnering up with another Dark Knight, which sounds dumb. Like, what is it, kid? Uh, a kid. Tiny Bruce with a gun. Get out of here, Batman who laughs. LOL. Anyways, I'll read some more books and be back in a bit. The Royal Joker declares he is tired and will address himself in third person because I'm that kind of wacky whoop, 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 Eric. There you go. Uh, Je- uh, Jess got a hold of me just now. I don't know if you realize she just told me, Eric. Edit that out. <laughs> she said that that might be hate speech in the middle of there, but we're going to go with it, Eric. Uh, yeah. The next one is Hussein, who says, Hey, Jim, greetings, Eric. Buenos dias to my pals over at the Get Fresh Crew. Beep, boop. Boop, boop. It's up, been Hussein? a long time uh, since I've last sent in the mail. A big, a yeah. small part of me genuinely wants to keep the podcast light for you guys so you can have an easier day. But I kind of wanted Thank to send something say. in. So sorry, breaking the promise I made for myself. Here's the deal. We're already recording. It'd be like, you know, I would not really want to kick Eric in the balls, but... If six other people have already done it, what the heck? He's not feeling it that much anymore anyway, right? I feel it all. No, you won't. You won't feel it. I wanted to give my thoughts on some of the current books. Justice League for starters. I think Snyder is a great fit for this book. Going into this, I was afraid that he would bring in that whole silly action crap from No Justice, which I hated. No Justice played out like a massively budgeted episode of Batman 66. But here he's a little more restrained, and I think my favorite aspect of his writing is the narration. It gives a serious and mature twist to the story, which certainly helps. I love Jim Chung, uh, but I'm glad he's not the regular artist. Jorge Jimenez is a damn treasure, and it's so funny. After a Jim gem. Chung, after Jim Chung was in, they actually had to send out an announcement. They sent out a press release telling people, "Don't worry, Jim Chung will be back in September." And I'm like, "Really? Oh. Wake me up when September's over." I said, "Actually, I'm like, really, Jorge? Uh, no, it was a twist of it. Uh, Jorge oh. Jimenez." 
is better in my mind, actually. And it's almost Definitely. like you just announced when I'm going to be upset. I'm mostly positive. All right. Stop reading the book in September. Yeah. Gotcha. I'm Stay. mostly positive on Bendis' arrival. Man of Steel was fine with an awesome final issue. <laughs> Says you. Superman number <laughs> one was fine as well. But I loved Action Comics <laughs> 1001. Uh. <laughs> Says you. It says it is. It gives me it gives me more of what I was hoping for with Bendis. What what over narration and nonsense? You, you gotta understand, Jim. He really understands the voice of Superman. He, he does, and I think that that book is the one That's to look for. All I for. see on the internet. Uh, That's all I see about Bendis on Superman. Really? He really knows the voice. I, I, I'm telling you, I went. I was actually talking today online about Bendis and some of these things. Where are you just blocking? No, people? no. This is I was talking. Oh, about, was I was talking to Repairman Jack. We were talking oh. about Bendis and some things, and I say, uh, you have Sean Murphy kind of ruin it for me with this uh, White Knight. Because when he came out and said, made up that whole thing, these are the rules of the Murphy verse. And one of them is no narration. Narration bubbles, narration boxes, no. Tell the narration through dialogue and situation, not a forced yes. uh, you know, deal. Bendis goes a step further where when we talk about it, and I'll tell you right now, you look at those show notes, we're talking Superman last, and that means something on this podcast. Uh, when we do get to it, I don't know what this narration is. It sounds like Superman is being interviewed. It really, he, in one point, it's like, my wife was actually the one who told me this, and I should have listened. And the, what, what narration is this? You get the voice of Superman? The voice of Superman is that everybody's fooled by the steel of, oh, my God, Superman saved a cat. Oh, that's Superman. Oh, that, that, my. That's not Superman. Give us something like – I saw that in the movie. And here's the thing. I don't want somebody to show me they know the voice of Superman. I want you to give me Superman. Show me Please. Superman. Don't go to the, the yeah yeah show me the money that's what I always yell at Tom Cruise every time I see him we saw a guy uh, on uh, Friday oh my God. we saw this guy the, I'm sitting the there that was so great of top yeah gun. he was Top Gun and I'm sitting there I'm getting my coffee you're off and I'm trying to get a hold of you because number one oh if you listen to our pet peeves episode on Patreon you know that I talked about a guy who was always at uh, Wawa when I get my coffee screaming and yelling on the phone. That guy was there. He was in a better mood, still loud he as hell. To the podcast. Still he loud as hell, though. Yeah, he, he was calmed down, but it's still there. So I, I tell you to come over, and I'm giving you these crazy looks. I know you can't see me because you're not wearing your glasses, even though you got new ones. You come over. I'm like, that's the guy on the phone. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm like, and by the way. Top Gun is here. You gotta see this guy. He's Top Gun. Actually, well, that's the thing is, we were, we were just calling him Maverick yeah. at first, and then he we changed. He's chewing like Ice oh, he's Man. Chewing gum he like, like Ice oh Man. And he looked he's every he looked like Maverick. He, he had the glasses the, on. <laughs> the weird part is, he looked like a skinnier Tom Cruise, yes. but also like somebody who I don't I don't even. He seemed like older, younger Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like he was like he, he looked was like he was gun. having a seating hairline, but younger. And he had weird. the slicked hair like that and the Top Gun look. And he was every character in Top Gun. He even looked a little like Goose. The, the kind he of the hair, I'm telling you. <laughs> and it made me laugh so much. And I'm like, I'm scared look at him. He's over there. He was over at the other one. Look at this guy. 
<laughs> he walked away. You're like, he is. And I think we might have been talking going. way too loud. I think he might have heard he us. Might have. So we're we're the jerks in and the then, end because we're just talking just shit imagine, on people. He had the glasses on. He's chewing that gum like he Iceman, did. and he had a shirt or uh, that said trainer on the back. And I'm like, "Esprekens eh, eh, he douchebag?" I said to him, Aaron, he would have <laughs> killed me. You already trains <laughs> volleyball. Yeah, he does. I said to him. I saw. I said to Eric. We, I we, says to I him. I says to him. I did. I said we should go ask him if he wants to play some volleyball. This guy's in. He looked ridiculous. Uh, and Batman sigh. I, I really just wish it was like November or December so we could have seen him in a bomber yeah, jacket. I wish I would have taken a movie of him. And then I would have. I wish you would have. been great. I would have put it online. Oh, my goodness. And Batman sigh. I will say that I liked number 50. <laughs> oh, Wait, which should about? probably come as a surprise to Jim since he knows I almost. What part of Top Gun is And this? knows how I feel about this run. I don't know. This is where they take pictures of the MIG. There was a certain calmness about that issue that I didn't see coming. And the art as a whole was nice. And there was no calmness when I was reading it. The ending actually got me looking forward to seeing how this whole run ties together. Please. That, that, uh, freak, don't be t- fooled, please. Baby. That, that end thing was the last second, oh shit page. Don't, don't go by this idea of, they kid. ended up spoiling the issue and then, oh, but we didn't spoil the end. Yeah, because you didn't have that at the point. The guy said he had that issue for months. And so the whole deal, they didn't have that then because then they realized they passed it around like, oh shit, fucking World War Eight's going to hit when this goes. Oh, uh, what I'll tell them is it's only the first half of the story. Eh, bullshit. Eh, how about telling us all the parts of the story all the time where I can end an issue and say, you know what? I got a complete issue. I got a complete story. Don't go to this issue 50. That's an oversized issue. Supposed to be a wedding and has 18 million variant covers and then come out of it saying, oh, got you there. That was just half the story really really half the story in the second half batman may say five words through the whole deal uh, go screw yourself and i don't mean you hussein somewhat the ending actually got me looking for <laughs> i can't judge whether I or not buddy. this was the plan from the beginning or if king but yeah the plan from the beginning just like sanctuary has been on his mind all this time but yet he didn't send gotham girl but then gotham girl in the meantime is doing things with bane who was the one who kind of and uh, don't you think gotham girl standing there and uh, Looking out the side of her face at goddamn Psycho Pirate like, you motherfucker, you made me go insane, you asshole. Also, her brother or what, or is wasn't dead. That all part of the plan, her brother's Jim. dead. So, really. The, Maybe that was all part of the plan. She's the worst. Jim. That's what I'm saying. Part of the plan meant being. And all it is is he sat there. Oh my God, I got to figure this out. What am I going to do? Well, it oh, was no. Gotham Girl who said that Batman should be happy. So she's in the plan. When when this was happening, he took all the accolades of how great that was. Well, now that was part of the deep, dark plan. Now Bane seems to be involved in starting the jokes and riddles, which would make no sense at a timeline where you just had Batman pretty much being Batman for eight months to a year. Nonsense. Complete and utter nonsense. Don't be fooled. Don't believe the hype as one Flava Flav once yelled with a clock around his neck, Eric. Yeah, don't do boy. that. Don't believe the hype. Just don't. And 911 is not a joke, but it was to Flav. No. That song came on. I was actually trying to play some uh, 
some public enemy to my kids. And I actually thought I, – I listened to a lot of old school rap. I was actually, Eric, as a name drop, talking to DMC, Daryl McDaniels of Run DMC the other day. Oh, and we, you know, like we were you talking – yeah, like yeah, we were does. talking about stuff, and he was telling me about Sebastian Bach and Stephen I mean, Tyler. Whenever you just get a hold of your yeah, childhood I, idols. Really, he's one of my big idols, and I get to talk to him. It's so great. I asked him, you have Adidas on right now, and do you, you have laces in those because that's dangerous. You ended up <laughs> – you ended dangerous. up making me fall many a time. Tie your shoes down. That's not a joke. I have said that to him, and he laughs. He's yeah. the nicest guy I've ever talked to. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm there, and I say to my kids, like I'm listening now. I talk to him, and I'm getting all into all the rap that I liked in the '80s and into the early '90s. But uh, I'm listening to this. So we get in the car, and I think that you know what? I think I think that Public Enemy, that their music and the beats and stuff would be something that I put on, and Rafe would be like, "Man, this beats fire." That's what he says. Yeah. He didn't. He, he didn't like it. But then uh, I'm listening to yeah. uh, just it's going on their big songs and stuff. And, and 911's a joke comes up. But when it's reading on the LCD of my radio, Rafe looks and goes, what the hell are they talking about? This song's 911's a joke? I'm like, oh, jeez, <laughs> that doesn't, that oh, doesn't no, go well. Theory. And I'm telling you, this would not have gone well for Public Enemy if people had this problem, you know, back in 2001. That really would have caused problems. But it, it did make – I said, listen, don't forget. That's all I said. And then we went on, and they didn't like Public Enemy. They didn't like him at all. I actually got very upset. Uh, so they, they like all of their yes. nonsense rap now. And I play terrible, this stuff that sets it up. One, and I know like the it. whole thing. Oh, look at the old guy trying to play this. But some of this stuff, there is classics. And it's not like I want him to like every song that I'm playing. You know, I'm playing Fight the Power. I'm playing stuff that I really think that is things that will last. And no, they, they just don't want to listen to it because they hate me. And nobody in the middle of it goes, cricket. And that's why they don't like it. I should have just yelled that in. I'll, rake, I'll make the cricket mix, and they'll think it's the best thing. I'm in the middle of it. Mama! And then they'll like it. There you go. There's Migos in there. What else? I like Justice League Dark. But the second issue, cricket. There you go. You have the Migos mix of the mail. Well, let me know whether or not I'm buying it. Deathstroke is the best book DC is currently publishing by a long shot. Long shot, one of Eric's favorite Marvel characters. Doomsday Clock is no, getting I hate better. Longshot. I agree. I actually am enjoying it. Yeah. I think that I've gotten it out of my head that I have to care about it. And now I'm having fun. And I like Green Arrow number 43. Whoo <laughs> A whole bunch. Well, that, that's where we ended this little trip. We started off <laughs> in shaky ground. I, I don't know. The ground's gotten shakier. It's, hey, this email has become. I'm sorry. This whole thing, like, we're just walking down the street. You know what? Death yeah, right. yeah, it is. You know, Doomsday Cross. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh, yeah. Hear that. Really like that. Yeah. Green Arrow this is really part of Lay's I, I know. I'm, cro I'm crossing the street. Yeah, you're getting out of the car, and I ain't <laughs> slowing down, which is nice. I had a lot of fun with it. I don't it. even have a license. I think the Bensons have a good grasp on the characters. Well, you're going to find out later from somebody in the know that that may not be the case, and I have something to say about that as well, but that's going to be the next writer in because I kind of want – that's what they are, writer-inners, right? I kind of want to throw in some Marvel books because I want to talk about The Amazing Spider-Man. Everyone isn't as hot on it as I think I am, and I love it. It's just the kind of book I need right now. Cap is good. Really? Now we're really getting out of this car. All right, now, <laughs> All right, now I'm back in this car. I'm hitting you with it. Uh, Cap is good if a little slow, and the Hulk is great. Thanks, guys. This was Hulk's a little longer right. than I wanted. I, I liked it. And, and everybody, again – Right now, Venom's the best book, I think, that friggin' I'm yeah, actually, putting out. Yeah, actually, I would go... Well, you don't read it. Uh, 
I think you'd go Avenger. Oh, you're no, yeah, you're talking about no, Mortal no, Man, it's a Cosmic no, no, Ghost Rider. Cosmic, Cosmic Ghost, Ghost Rider is one of my favorite books that I've read in a long time. I have so much fun with it, and half the characters I don't even know. Uh, he says, uh, "Curse of Brimstone number five is a zero out of ten. He said, uh, "Yeah, there's a lot of those Marvels, but I do, I do like the Avengers. I'm having fun with that. Uh, I like X23 as much as you know I thought I would. I, I'm pretty positive. There's only a couple books." That we really don't like, and and really to me, because uh, you know we didn't even. You mean we, Black Panther? Yeah, and Captain and, uh, no, and also uh, Doctor Strange a bit. Uh, that's a little odd too, yeah, but it's getting is, better. Or Thor, Thor, I'm meant. actually coming yeah. out. Uh, it's on okay. Strange. Thor, though, I'm having some problems with. But yeah, this yeah. is Marvel talk, Eric. You know, we have a Marvel podcast, the Weird yeah. Science Marvel Comics podcast. We didn't mention it at the beginning, uh, but I'm having fun with that. So uh, yeah, we usually mention it at the end of the intro. I usually say, by the way, we also have that, and go and check it out. So uh, I don't know why I have to tell you the rules here, uh, but there you go. And thanks, (laughs) Hussein. The next one, isn't it? You always appear weekly, very weekly. The next one is Ruben. Ruben's going to have, Ruben's gonna yeah, have Ruben. something to say at the end about one uh, said character that wears green and, and resides in Seattle. Dear Jim and Eric, I promised an email of Sam and Universe number one was good, and I'm happy to report that it exceeded huh. my expectations. I'm always wary when DC nice. reboots a classic series, but Neil Gaiman's involvement gave me hope. I, I love Neil Gaiman. To me... He better never not be a gem. I like him. I don't want. I, I don't need him to go. Just we. I don't like to throw the oh, love, I love word around. I, I have not read anything of his that I didn't like. You have never said that to any of your kids. But Neil Gaiman. Gets Certainly. That? What is? What have my kids given me? Uh, uh, Neil Gaiman's given me. Started. They get. Did they, did they do Neverwhere? Never no. Did they? So. <laughs> they didn't give me shit. We'll wait till later. You got to earn this love, Eric. It don't come for free. I didn't think – no ticket. I didn't think he'd let his name be associated with a cash grab. Unfortunately, I was right. I saw that Reggie was high on the issue or possibly just high. His excitement is amplifying my own. Uh, see, this is what gets me upset. I ended up doing – I don't know if you saw on the site. I, I'm starting back our books of the week, our best books of the week where I had to even <laughs> – this is the best. We used to do this and it was eight and higher. would get it. Now it's seven five. I got to lower the bar a little higher. So it's seven five, and I'm doing this and and none of my books and i'm like really and one of yours so we're going i'm like it's all reggie i'm like all this (laughs) i actually really thought because i'm scrolling down i was sharing that earlier today and I saw this whole thing. Oh, Jim yeah. hasn't done this in a long time. That's kind of exciting. And I'm going through. I'm like, Reggie. Right, just, Reggie. What, what are Jim yep. and I? My yep. book going to show up. Here's at the end. You had Red Hood, which was a 7.5. Here's the, the deal. The only reason that the thing, the caveat was 7.5 and above was because of your book. I needed something from us. So I made it. I, the whole thing I wrote up in the beginning. To be on this list, you have to have a book that's eight eight 8.0 or above. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back. Let's correct that one. Seven five. I even yeah. say that may change later uh, because I had to do that. All of a sudden, you get done the whole thing. It's like you hear Jeff. Yeah, really. Get that out. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I got to get one of our books. So it, it's one of those things where I love when people get to hear us love books, and it just doesn't happen a lot. But I. And that's what makes it special. It does special. make it special, but it also leads to a lot of people saying we're negative, but hey. Now, and then, and then leads to me blocking them and sending them to the morgue. <laughs> now saying that I fully expect the sales to be poor and the books to end after 12 issues. Fans don't jump on well-written books anymore. New Superman Silencer, oh. he says. I just think that it's a niche Death title. I, I don't think that it would ever... I think that you get uh, a little bit of a reprieve with this, too, because you have to think, what would they expect? 
this to sell. Now, I'm not saying the number one. They have a lot of variants they're going to do. But really, I think that if this sells 18 and above, 18,000 above, I think, yeah, I think that they'll good, stick yeah. with it. I was going to say 20, yeah, but 18 in my mind is more realistic. It's still like and I think that it could do that. I think that it could stay at that, and that will be well easy. Well, that's I it. Well, you never know. It's a Vertigo book, but it's got some clout. I think it's going to be How maybe dare 10. you? Then it's canceled at 12. Yeah, but yeah. it does get a, no, I, it I gets think a lead no, no, way, no, no, though. I think it's actually, you know what I mean? Exactly. I think because it's its own thing, it can stick around with these yeah, lower no, sales. Yeah, no, it also depends. Does Neil Gaiman come cheap? I don't know. I, he wouldn't appear at my birthday party. That's all I know. Fans don't jump on. You ever, does that get that you mad part. sometimes when you hear, like, that guy's birthday party included, like, uh, Run DMC? Like, I get to talk to him. It's like, oh, uh, Skid Row had a reunion at Dancing Mike's party. But uh, when you look at it, a lot of these people – it's not that expensive. Like now that you're an adult and you look like some of these guys, you can get for like five thousand bucks. That's that's it's a chunk of change. That's, still that's a chunk of change, but to I have. Think, I, I think I bought one car that was worth five thousand dollars. Isn't in that my life. worth having ugly kid Joe at your party? Isn't it? Isn't that worth it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I mean, how much are you going to expect to have to pay the spin doctors to appear at your anniversary? Uh, 5000 seems right to me. Maybe even a bonus. 2000 John Popper will come and play the harmonica. I'll beat the crap out of him. Can't stand it. Actually, that was way more realistic about him because he used to yeah, be down did. the street I, I wish he still did, walking around with that fucking vest with those pockets. <laughs> the guy's in Walmart. I see him. He stinks like, oh, high heavens, allegedly, and uh, has yeah. has that fucking thing. Like, he either is going fly fishing or he's going to bust out in a fucking harmonica concert. They are all full of snacks and Actually, they probably have Twinkies and a lot of gummy bears. It's what they probably have. Speaking of Twinkies, I ended up buying did chocolate you? Twinkies uh, the other Twinkies day. Twinkies are... Not the chocolate uh, filling. Yeah, chocolate I, I'm telling Twinkies. you, Twinkies are when you remember they were going to go away and they had that big riot. I did. That's, uh, why I that's, that's no I longer the that. case. They are here to stay again. Oh, I know. That's how I ended up thinking about that. And I saw them like, and the worst part is I just went in to go grab stuff. Ended up having my hands full because I didn't grab a stupid fucking car. And I saw these Twinkies as I'm trying to make my way to the thing. I'm like, yeah. fuck, I got to grab them. Then I, I look like the most ridiculous thing because I have these soda pops. I got yeah. milks. I got – all of this stuff, and on, on top, I'm balancing a fucking box of Twinkies like, everybody's saying I'm yeah, fatty. No. I know it. Everybody's calling <laughs> but me But they fatty. don't need that to say it. I mean, really. I, I, what, you know the reason why uh, the last time I saw them, and, and for the longest time, I have not uh, bought Twinkies? Fatty. You know why? Because I'm a man, Eric. I'm a man. I, I don't need no Twinkies. Twinkie the kid. No, the, the Twinkies, me. they upset me. Actually, eating a Twinkie now reminds me just how shit isn't as good as it was before. That's me. I'm the old man. No, I'm the old man was. shaking my fist on my porch. Damn you, Twinkies. You used to be bigger and filled with more cream. Kind of like Eric Shea, that fat soul. Jim, <laughs> uh, Jim, if you didn't raise your score for detective to it, I didn't even read this. This is funny. Jim, I told you, people were having a riot. Jim, if you didn't raise your score to detective to at least a seven, you can trust me that I'm grinding my teeth while listening to the review. Well, I'm glad to say you already know that I did raise it to a seven. I did not read this email ahead of time. I told you they were on me. I read the issue of... I like to think that you're retroactively going to take that score away that would at the be end great. of the podcast. Just to grind his teeth, I just activated his dental yeah. plan, Eric. Dental plan. I read the. <laughs> He's a triple. Changer. I read the issue at two a.m. I did tell people. Uh, I was talking to a bunch of guys. I was talking to Mark from Nation of Nerds today on uh, in the uh, Twitter because uh, I'm going to be involved in right. their fantasy football league because I figured I'll just beat everybody that I know, Eric. So we're in there, and I did mention. 
Because Fred, <laughs> Freddie, who's him. listening here, I know, he is a Detroit uh, Lions fan. So I said to him that okay. we saw a guy, and I said, oh, my God, Megatron's here, Eric. We were at Wawa when we, we had just seen Top Gun. So I saw somebody with the Calvin Johnson uh, jersey. So I go, oh, my, yeah. Megatron, That's it's it always it's always my joke uh, where me and Rafe will see somebody in a jersey like, boy, McNabb really hit hard times. So I did the joke. I'm like, oh, man, Megatron's here. He's really, he's triple changer. You fucking asshole! You jerk off! You 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 were looking around thinking a transformer was there. How dare you! Yeah. Uh, so I thought my praise might be a little misplaced. Oh, I read the issue at 2 a.m. after grinding out a project for work. So I thought my praise might have been a little misplaced. I just did it at 2 a.m. after grinding one out, Eric. But the GFC seemed to universally Ooh. love it. I worry that you are just getting burned out and can't appreciate something fun. Fun! There is a guy with his eyes eaten out by bats! Jesus! Yes, karma isn't a memorable threat. Yes, Batman Saves the Kids plot isn't terribly original, but it's fun. Hill's story... You didn't know that Ruben Hill's story is a bit like John Wick. I've seen this before, but this is one of the better renditions. Now, I just think it was a little bit of a lull before the big ending. It's very cinematic. I found myself totally tunnel visioning on the scenes and saying, awesome. And when Katana arrived, I wanted to keep reading. But that was the last page. John Wayne, don't hate me for saying this, but I am actually disappointed that Tomasi is taking over. He'll deserve the longer run. I hope his will be. he's on another book soon. I think he will be. Uh, I really do think this detective is, uh, you know, and he may, he, if he heard this, he might think of it as an insult, but I don't think so. Uh, it, this is like his coming out party to me, especially with people at DC where he just he just, sh- he just shows up and we're like, holy crap, where, where were you all my life? Uh, because, boy, his Batman and the voice of his Batman is incredible. It really is. It's really on. I just think the last two issues have been a little down from what I thought of the first two. But still, again, I think my average for the four is probably around, uh, you know, a seven, five, or an eight. And I think that's pretty Jim, good. you can calm down. You already explained no, yourself. No, they're still on me. I told you. It's a battle every minute. Shout out to Brandon on getting married. I don't know how much planning went into it. Sucker. <laughs> You just think that he has a daughter. There's the planning. It had to happen. He just had to, you know, do it eventually. But I remember being relieved when my own wedding day came and passed so I could get on with my life. Shout out to Jolly Drew for coming back. Your enthusiasm was missed. Shout out to Dancing Mike. Even though your political jabs leave me seething. You're a GFC OG. Boop, boop, and he is. He's one of the, the biggest OGs. So get back on the slack. Question, he, he came back on slack and saw there was political stuff and bailed again. Question, <laughs> we, we're all arguing about Captain America. Question for Ulysses and Simon. How did you like Sandman? All right. Thanks for indulging me. Jim, I hope you had more fun with books than uh, this week than last. I did. I like your rage. Uh, this yes. is the best. This is what I think that I really – why I want to love these books because he says it. It's pretty much the perfect – perfect sentence i do give him full credit and it actually it, it kind of gets me choked up eric I'm, I'm this is no bit i actually because he says i like your rage but i love your joy and i i think that's awesome i hope you find a book that brings you joy again soon now i'm gonna cry why does he like he my joy you it, it sounded like you were soliciting recommendations for good old stories so i'll give you a few should consider covering one the time eric almost got herpes Two, the time Jim uh, – that's not what he said. Remember that time you almost got hurt, Eric? You almost got it. Grant Morrison. I was in the shower the other day. Grant Morrison, JLA, Volume 1. Eric's not going for that. Batman the Long Halloween. Batman no, the Long that. Halloween, or is that Jess the Long Halloween Store? 
That's there. I, I've read The Long Halloween. I like it. Gotham Central Volume 1. I have not read, but I started reading uh, the first issue, and then I kind of didn't have time. And John Ostrander's Suicide Squad, which I read a couple issues of, actually. And I'm one of those yeah. guys, like, I read bits and pieces of things and never sure. read. Yeah, oh. dare you. And then he says, take it easy. Uh, did I tell you? They have found out. This just came over the wire. They found out the food that gets women to stop having sex, Eric. That's wedding cake. Oh, there you go. Where's TD Bank? Oh. Get him on the line. I got some more material. P.S. This is where you have to listen, Hussein. P.S. You can't buy chili in Seattle bars, but this ripped dude with a goatee and rocker girlfriend just moved in next door, which is weird. But yeah, who, uh, Ruben <laughs> even said that anywhere you go on the other side of the tracks is still way expensive and not run down like they yep. said. But that, you know, yeah, the, the bad, bad side, side of there, but the yeah, the bad side of <laughs> that's the ten million and below. Houses. How dare they? How how dare those poor people move into the neighborhood? Was that a good rich guy? That was pretty oh, good, wasn't it? That's pretty good. Uh, that is the end of. I dare. How dare you, sir? How's that? I'm losing it already. I had it once. I'm losing yeah. it. How about this? Yeah. You're no longer first and third. What are they doing moving in here? Edith, I told you I'm gonna kill you. How about that? Was that good? You really should have quit oh, while you were really? ahead. That was uh, Lucy, by the way. That was Lucy and Desi. You really, really, really Desi, should have quit while you were ahead. What you doing down at the clubs without me? Laverne Shirley. <laughs> I told you there, the Lucy. I'm busy with the bands. When am I going to get to play in the bands? I don't know. Just get out of here. Fred's coming down. You embarrass him. Why don't you go get a job at the chocolate? <laughs> Why don't you go factory? there and do a commercial for that, that, that alcohol shit? There you go. That's some backstage. I love Lucy. That was pretty good, right? It was the theater of the mind. What are you doing there, Desi? I thought that we was going to have some dinners together. I told you I got shit to do at the club. Get off my case. There you go, Eric. That's classic. That's the classic episode. That is the end of the mail. We're going to go back to some books. Jim rings the bell. This means Shay's reviews are going well. Jim rings the bell. Jim rings the bell Eric Shea's reviews are all the bomb Eric's the bomb And if Shea's recaps are read without a single misstep Ring the bell All right, Eric Shea, we are back with some more of these books. All these books coming at us, Fast and Furious. Isn't that the name of a television show? The Fast no. and the Furious. Ah, uh, no, yes. This this is what we'd like to call the Flash Ends Man section, and that's what I. I call thought this it. was the Parahawk section. Oh. You think it's that? I think it's, I think it's the para angel section hawk bird guys. 
is what I think. Unearth. Yes, uh, unearth. Oh, goodness gracious. How dare, how dare they. Uh, speaking of which, Eric, we're not going to speak of that yet because we're going to no. The Flash. I just want to get right to this. We have a long podcast ahead of us, and you're starting to derail it with your nonsense is what you're doing there, I'm Eric. I'm sorry. I'm not going to allow that sort of thing because we are starting with The Flash. And before I do the blurb here... Uh, me and you were talking beforehand, and The Flash is a book that we haven't been as hip on as a no. lot of other people. I think that The Flash War uh, ended up with a you know a drip, not a pour. It ended up uh, not with a, a bang, drip, but a fizzle. A yeah, it was just a drippy faucet. It was not pouring out something to make sweet tea with or something like that. Eric is what I, I think. I think so. But when we when we ended it, we were disappointed. And then we had that yes. epilogue that was hardly I an epilogue. I agree with that. And the epilogue was basically a a prelude to the Heroes in Crisis Sanctuary story, so we've been upset. So you, you do this, though. You get this number 52, which is funny, too, because it's about, obviously, when all the books ended in the new 52 and the DCYOU. We're getting to that point where we're getting some of these stories that are now longer than anything we had in the new 52, which actually makes me it, – it, it feels weird because a lot of the books do not seem to have as many – you know, stories that that we did get back then. It's it just, seemed a little I'm sure longer. they have stories, just not memorable ones, and it hasn't really well, pushed the series along Again, at all. though, I think that we had, uh, you know, some of these stories that we have in Rebirth have been 13-issue stories and things like that. And wow, you got that with, say, a Brian Azzarello's Wonder Woman. Uh, that meant something. Yeah, Aquaman is a big thing, but we're talking about Flash, Flash 52. And basically, I was leading towards the idea of this is kind of a new reset for the book. You did have Wally and Wallace leaving. Uh, yeah. You do have Commander Cold there. And it seems as if Joshua Williamson is going to take his time to get to, say, a Bart Allen or a Crisis, Prisoner Crisis, all these things. And he's going to try to kind of get some more people involved, get it as – because I think this is a good jumping on point. As, but, as long as the dude starts talking about what these forces are, I can get on board because yeah. I need to know something. Well, here we go, Eric. Written Flash 52, written by Joshua Williamson, art by Christian Ducey, Luis Guerrero, and Steve Wands. Joshua Williamson gets back to telling a story, and while I like a bunch of things in this book, the fact that he won't tell us what these new forces are still upsets me. Hopefully, though, having the trickster get the speed force, or strength force, sorry, will clear up next issue. So maybe oh. this is what we need. Maybe we need that point of view character where Barry can see somebody else getting it, can explain it, maybe even study it. And the funny thing about this is you're getting towards the idea that Barry is going to want to study the Speed Force. He's going to want to study the Speed Force with his forensic mind, Eric. But that's how we started this whole run. We had the idea that Mina wanted to do that at one point, and Barry was against it. Barry seemed to always be against Like, it's nothing you study. You, no, you don't spell it. Outlaw yeah, that whole yeah. thing. Like, you but I think that, I like think that we're going to get to that. Force. I think that now that it's changed, I think that it changed. Because really... Is it the speed force anymore? You know what I mean? We have all these forces. Well, we have the source wall. I do well, think that's going to get to that. speed force, Barry. When, when we start up this issue and Barry's talking to all the other flashes of the multiverse at the house, he's like, oh, since the force barrier was damaged, I'm like, yeah. you're really underselling this. And it was the speed force. Uh, well, that's why. And maybe that's the broken thing. Before. Yeah. It was the force barrier was damaged. I'm well, like, so it's with just that, all the just the force barrier itself. Yeah. Plus, on top of that, the source wall being broken. That allows all this. I'm like, 
you are this layering shit upon shit. Yeah, I, I just think that it's able to come out the other side clean. It's setting up that they're going to study it. And he he was they weren't allowed before. He said Mina wanted to do it. She said that that's what they should do. That's what Godspeed wanted to do at one point as well. And I think it's going to be uh, especially like you said, saying the force barriers damage, saying the strength force, the the source wall being down. All this to me leads to you got a technicality, and we better figure it out. But after all that, if that's the case. It'd be great to come out the other end with some ideas of going forward, but the speed force is never going to be explained. It's going to be like at the end of this podcast when we talk about the Phantom Zone. It's one of those things. Every writer who comes on has a different idea of what it is, what it can do, what you know, what the purpose of it is. So it is frustrating when you read a book and they won't explain what's going on. And it continues because Barry goes to the House of Heroes and talks to all the multiversal flashes and says, hey, listen, we had some problems here. The four barrier it's damaged things are going and there's these new forces there's the speed force sage force you guys ever deal with this anybody nah. know anything going through your ear holes here does this sound familiar and they nothing they they don't have anything nothing it sounds exciting and yes bizarro flash knows many forces you shut up bizarro flash you don't because you and all that but you have all these different and this is all to me this is the wow moment. This is the moment that yeah. everybody's supposed to get all excited. Not that excited when I want I, answers. I'm, just, I'm actually just upset because we're still using that, you know, multiversal guidebook, yeah. you know, multiversity guidebook map, which still has question marks on it, even though Barry Allen has told yeah. us many times in different books, oh, I've traversed the multiverse. Yeah. I know every plan. Yeah, like maybe it just other, like, means just in general. I don't Freaking label these earths then. It'd be like me saying, you know, I went, I've been to New York a hundred times. I know New York. And then you ask me about one street. I'm like, I don't fucking know that street. You know, I know New York, but I don't know that street it's not joshua williamson's you know deal to change that so we'll have to hope grant morrison maybe does uh but yeah with that he goes to this for smoke and mirrors because when he they don't know anything so basically you're throwing it in our face that we still don't know and then you have fastback hey why don't you go on a a force quest you shut your mouth hey hey partner goddamn joke I know. Uh, and with that, he's like, huh? And it's funny, too. It's Here's the line. Didn't you ever go on a force quest? This is Fastback. And Barry turns around. Excuse me. He is pissed. He crossed it. Excuse me, turtle. And he's like, uh, come on. You can't believe that something as powerful as the Speed Force is all about you. You got to, you know. Get out of your shell and explore your world. He uses shell, Eric. Well, and really learn know, about Fastback, it. this to me. I don't know if you know this. I'm Barry Allen. I created the speed force. Yeah, and, but with that, I think that this is the setup of them deciding they're going to have to explore it, though. I, I think they mentioned that before, so I would say it is. And, and so with this, though, Barry Leaves gets nothing done. Gets nothing no. done. If this is a setup for later so that he's setting up that we know that he can do this, go and gather them all, whatever, I, I don't think it is. I think it is a... You know, a wow moment that you think is cool but really doesn't do anything because then you go back to Central City and you have the trickster with Burns and Morrow. I've taken the trickster out of Iron Heights and one Detective to say – Detective Burns and yeah. Detective Morrow? Yeah, which is continuing. We we know yeah. them. I, I don't mind them. Actually, I liked them at one point, but they kind of got pushed aside earlier in the run. And they are very – They had a flash war going Yeah, on. well, even before that, it seemed like they were always just pushed. Uh, but yeah, yeah, when you have it that – they're afraid that Wolf is not 
on the up and up. They think that Wolf is abusing guys. Well, that. we already had a murder, and they they tried to frame Trickster at that point. So he's there. We and already had an underground rogue yeah, base underneath yeah. the prison. So, for and, his and really, how was that re- resolved? Uh, wh- why does Wolf still have a job? But he, he's there. <laughs> Trickster's there. Like I can't talk. You know. Why does They're, Barry still have a job? I don't know. How do any of these people have jobs? Trickster's like. How do I have a job? I can't talk. I don't know. And they, they oh my, oh no, it's the Para Angels. Thank God I live in a comic book world, Jim. Yeah, really. The para angels come and grab him. Like, you, yeah. you're talking to the wrong people. Barry goes, and you have this whole thing. Again, this is a, a very much Hulk, this is a very much setup to get people on board with the Flash book. And it's not a bad jumping on point because you even and, see and I, her. I always tell everybody I know, it's like, if you want to get somebody on board with a comic book, you got to introduce them to something like the para angels. Well, the para angels are only there so that we know that Barry can I go don't. with a tornado up in the air. That's the That's only reason. That's a little ha-ha moment yeah. there, Jim. No, that wasn't ha-ha. That's ah-ah. That's a ton of for haha. So take that. Oh, nice. uh, so he goes up in the tornado deal just to be like, no, I can do this. And then you have we're teaming up finally with the, you know trickster yelling it. But he goes and then Cold shows up. He starts freezing the para angels. That sound like they should have a Saturday morning cartoon where they go around and solve mysteries. Uh, and it's just almost and the weird it, it's part again, is because the the female para angel he freezes. Barry has to stop and he's like, look, I, I have a thing that I can turn off this nano ice so they don't right. like. They're not actually gonna freeze each other. I'm like, okay. that's not the thing that we're worried about. You froze her in air. She was gonna yeah, drop. Yeah, she was gonna drop. But again, Barry this had, is all set they up. Talk about that part. Though. Yeah, and it's all set up like, okay, uh, you got to show that he has his cold tech. Uh, but we have to show oh, how it can get turned off and things. Also show that he has a kick-ass future motorcycle for some Where reason. I don't know. He, he came from the future by himself. Also makes it seem at one point we're can like... Can Wally run that out of the freaking uh, force too? Commander Cold. Lost it lost time cop trapped in the 21st century because of the broken video. I thought it was bad enough, but later then says... He's only here to figure. No, he's he's here because he's trapped, like they say it in the first part. Uh, but then mean Central City? Trickster ends up, but he's not he's not even trapped there. He can go wherever the hell he. He's got a goddamn freaking space motorcycle. This guy could go to the goddamn moon if he wants to get a helmet but on he him. But he only has berries of a couch yeah, to crash. He only on. has that and, and not a lot of fuel. What is this fuel on? I hope yeah. he, I hope it uses garbage. It's uh, so, the future. We use solar power. How did you know, it get there? Or whatever. He, he didn't come back with this thing. It's not a present motorcycle. Is all. I no, it isn't. This is why at least try to stay on the down low here, Commander Cold, because even Trickster's snart. Star Labs is missing one of its freaking and, and, experiments. And you have Trickster there, and I'll, I'll even say at part of this issue solicit, I think it says in this issue solicit, but one of the roundabout things that's going to happen down the line is it does appear that Commander Cold is going to have to go undercover as Snart. And I think, again, this is a setup where Trickster, you have to have somebody think that it is Deb Snart. Like, he's fooled, and he's like, no. Yeah. Now, even Barry, not quite. But it is going to end up, I think, that he's going to infiltrate, uh, you know, if it's not even the rogues, but whatever. But he's going to, because now you have to set it up. No, and I'm a renegade. Fun. I hate the rogues. Everything in this book is to set up the story going forward with new readers, it seems. And again, I yeah. don't hate it. 
I don't hate it at all. I actually have a little bit of fun with this. It's just Way almost like, but it's almost like it, it's just starting up again. And and that's my biggest yeah. problem with this flash run by Joshua Williamson. We do have these ebb and flow of the things. Like you, you get going, you're really enjoying it. It ends like an arc ends. It fizzles out. Then you got to rebuild that momentum, and this is definitely a rebuilding momentum deal. And I don't mind it though. Like I said, I, I actually like it enough because then you get he's hitting all the you know he's got a checklist because then yeah. you have this whole thing. Burns and Morrow go and they confront Wolf because Trickster gets away. He gets away, ends up going to find his arm that fell off while he was you know doing things uh, with the para angels and he ends up in the middle of you know the the lava field uh, <laughs> in the middle of oh, central city is, like you know i like to think it's about the forces like we have as far as i'm concerned barry allen he created the speed force through a, a series of accidents you know he was working on these chemicals yeah. lightning struck the chemicals came on him all these different things happened here for like and that's how he accessed he created the speed force in this way now the trickster he accessed the strength force by using his airwalk shoes, feeling sick and having phantom pains in his yeah, missing arm. Yeah, he got the arm, phantom pains. Where the ground opens up and he but gets that's pulled the weird inside thing and he gets into hell. He just lands and then all of a sudden yeah. the volcano erupts, it looks like. That's it. He gets pulled into hell yeah, as well yeah. as I uh, He does. Uh, but nobody notices this. There's there's nothing <laughs> left. They're looking for him. They can't find it. You have to have flashbacks. Like, Listen, Commander Code. This is my city. You don't get to tell me what to do. And he's like, things change. And that sticks with Barry as it goes on. As Barry grabs the Power Angels and takes them away, uh, you do get Iron Heights where Burns and Morrow are confronting Wolf. But he's like, you know, and he's like, this is bull crap. You know, you can't throw shade at me. I'm going to have your badges. Yeah, really. Uh, You lost tricks. You you had a underground lair where everybody was in there with holograms. Whatever it is you have. And then you have, again, you have to have that little bit. Where Barry's there with Kristen, and it's like, hey, Kristen, I don't think it was Burns and Morrow's fault. I know, we're working on something secret, which would be it's so taking funny down to me that you have Burns and Morrow and Kristen all working together yeah. on this trickster case where they had him, like, you know, they had that set up so though. they could, you know, do but not Barry. Yeah, no, not Barry. But they did have it set up when they went to Kristen, you know, issues and issues ago. Where remember when Kristen had to play nice and make Wolf pretend she pretended that she was down with his way. Oh, yeah. Like I like to, I like this heavy hand you got here, Wolf. You hear what I'm saying? I really like to beat the crap out of prisoners. If I could get a hold of these I guys, that, I would Kristen. really kill them. I, I smell a person. Yeah, I'm telling you, that was like the whole deal. I I wonder that, and he hates Barry. And so the other thing is, Kristen's there, and you know that Wolf thinks that Barry is involved with all of this, and it's really Kristen. But you go back to the house in Iris. You know, you had Barry move in. And it's funny because Barry's going through uh, notes and things, which are notes of, you know, flash stuff he's going through. I just imagine that those are the bills that Iris has let piled up waiting for Barry to move in and now is trying to convince him that he owes. It'd be like Jess. You, you, I'm saying, waiting for the move They were at the future oh yeah. simply. Who knows how no, much present I, I'm telling, going I'm by. telling you, it's like you go away. You're like, Jess, I'm going to go discover myself. I'm going on a speed force quest. I'm going to go around. You come back a year later and Jess is like, oh, by the way, we, we had some mail recently and you're looking like, God damn it, this is 12 months of bills. That's all I can think of. <laughs> When I see this, I'm like, and Iris, Iris is just sitting there with her legs up on Barry, and he's like, and he's so mad. I'm like, telephone bill? What the hell? I, I didn't even know you then. She's getting all this, but she tells him, like, listen, calm down. 
don't push people away. And it's so funny, too. She's like, listen, we'll work this out. We may not have electric for a month or so, but we'll pay this one. We'll rob Paul to yeah, Peter to pay Paul. I need a refrigerator. Do you know what my metabolism's like? I need stuff uh, yeah, in the yeah. fridge. Barry said, we're going to rob Peter to pay Paul. He's like, I don't happen. know who this Peter guy is, but I'm not down with robbery. I'm not that sort of guy, Iris. And she's like, it really is. It's You're not very Peter smart, lives, are you? Thank God Peter and Paul ass. live next door. <laughs> they are the heirs of the Amon Joy fortune, Eric. They have money to spare, Peter. Paul. Why can't it be the Mount Joy? No, 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 it's the Amon Joy. Somehow, it, somehow it think, thinks that people seem to like Amon Joy more than Mounds, except us. Uh, yeah. It's insane. Sometimes I feel like a nutter. But no, he's going through notes. He's trying to figure it out. And he, he doesn't seem to be listening because yeah. Iris is just there like, listen, you, you got to let the past be the past. You got to do this. You got to do that. And he's like, I understand things are different now. You know, you're not listening. But I, I love that, too. The whole thing is like, Barry, look, I, I know you miss Wallace yeah. and Wally and stuff like that, but you can't be pushing away people. But wait, if Commander Co- Cold wants to help, you need someone to back you up. <laughs> he, he runs off. Commander Cold's <laughs> going, all right. Iris is right. The city has changed. No one's talking about the no, city. No, no, nobody's talking about that. But in this, there's a very important thing where you do have, uh, you know, Barry saying, "Listen, things are wonky. The things are weird. Do you remember anything else?" And she's like, "Well, kind of got some shady memories, but I can't really put a finger on them." She does remember them being married. She remembers more than she's. I don't know why she is not telling him except maybe she's waiting for him to remember as well or whatever but yeah she's like i remember things stronger so than others that, you know <laughs> it's so funny this weird thing you know wally touches iris not only does she remember wally and stuff like that but she remembers all this other life that she yeah. used to have now linda on the other hand she, don't remember she remembers crap. Shit. So barry out even gets to freaking have this whole thing they all wally wanted was for linda to remember that he was married and they were in love he doesn't get yeah. any of that barry oh he gets that like you gotta have everything oh, yeah. don't you just Barry? imagine if you you had this page here without word bubbles and she's like she's thinking she looks pissed she sees the wedding barry looks like he gets up pissed and then leaves like she's like we were married once i'm out of here <laughs> zippity doo i'm out of here i don't like it i'm telling you i wish i could implant this uh, idea because it would leave this like you know as long as she thought oh no we're eventually going to get married stuff like that i don't have to do or say anything because that, I, that'll just thought will linger like yeah. it'll happen someday. Yeah, that, that's that you're basically you're doing the continuing uh you know engagement Huh. You you well have those memories, so ring. it must happen eventually, right? <laughs> he's just there. He's like, I am paying these bills. Uh, then he goes though. He goes. He gets a call from from he's Commander Cold, and then goes. And then Commander Cold is so funny. He's calling him. He's like, Oh God, I better go. You're right. You're right. The city is a changing. The times are a changing. He goes. He gets to Cold, and Cold's like, Huh? Didn't think you'd show up. What are you gonna lecture me? I'm like, You made the call. You stupid. Like, you're the one throwing stuff at me. I showed up. Here I am. I guess the future, they they outlearned, they got rid of matters. <laughs> yeah, really. They don't have they, they, they trivial things such as manners and, you know, people being nice. And then it's pushed aside while you're eating Soylent Green, Eric. And they're, they're there. They're trying to figure it out. You do have cold say, hey, I'm doing my own investigation here. I, I am in your time. I don't like it. I don't like sleeping on your couch. I need to get back home. Obviously, I he's going to eventually. Like he, it, something's got to because we do have that cliffhanger from before. 
in the future. So we're going to have to have some sort of – again, though, you have this idea of time travel. Now, yes, Cold, Commander Cold, he would be dealing with a speed force type of time travel. They have used technology and all that. So, But there's still time travelers in this universe. You still have some people. Yeah. Barry's not telling them. I think Barry is, you know, he likes to yell about Commander Cold. He needs a friend. With Wally and Wallace gone, he's really afraid to be alone. So he's not, I want at one point Commander Cold to just run into Booster Gold. And I'm like, what? You can time travel if Barry knows you? Oh, God damn it. He goes back and fucking starts beating the shit out of Barry. Heck, I went to the center of the multiverse. He couldn't even pick yeah. up a phone and I know, call yeah, you. Yeah, really. Yeah, so you have this, but this is where they end up in the middle of Central City. They're kind of talking about what each of them are going to do. This is my city, that that whole thing still. And a big giant rock person jumps out, and it is Trickster. It is a Hulk slash thing slash Trickster. He is not only, you know, made of rock, he's also humongous. And he looks badass. He looks like a Solomon well, Grundy. He looks like a gigantic. He, look, he looked like a. He looks like a venom yes. out freak, like you know, a bane venom. Not and like maybe even metamorpho like, with that rock hand and arm. Just, I'm saying the and like you know, I a love rock it. arm for some reason. The strength force does not only make you a gigantic bane monster. Yeah. It gives you a stone arm, which we saw yes, before we saw when Doom was fighting. You know. He somehow grabs yeah. like the. Well, the what he seemed to do, yeah. At that point, arm. I thought the way it was was like he was like. Like almost like picture me being uh, little Jimmy uh, miniature Hulk, and I have my hands and I'm shaking them in fists, and the rocks seem to come and form around him, which I like. I I think it's cool as hell. And and seeing Trickster, I love Trickster, and I really think one of the things is. I'll give Joshua Williamson credit when credit's due. Every time we see the trickster, I think he writes the trickster great. I think it's one of his best characters that he writes, even at the point where he was being accused of murder or whatever. He really gets the trickster down well. And then seeing the trickster here as a Solomon Grundy thing, Hulk, Venom, it's cool. It really is. And so – It's a goddamn And he's like, check it out, Flash. And I don't know – I love it. I think that another thing before that was maybe a setup was the idea where Flash grabbed Trickster. And, oh, man, we're having a team up now? Never. I think they are going to team up. I really hope that this isn't something that also seems to make Trickster insane, which it does seem there. It looks it. And so are we going to have one of those things like somebody without the Speed Force no, connection goes nuts. And it, I'd rather it – he can calm down. You can kind of have him going along with this so we can learn about it. Yeah, I'd rather learn about it before Barry gets it because I think Barry is going to end up getting these forces. Barry's not good at figuring shit out. When he gets these no. forces, he never – so I'm hoping that Joshua Williamson will give us a little more of an insight into what the strength force is. And don't give me the – he's just a rock guy who's strong. Yeah, they, that, that kind of lessens it. I need something That's else. That's some kind of bullshit Yeah, right and there. if it is something where – you're going with because he does even look jokerized uh, with that. If you go with an idea of, oh my god, I'm looking, and he's like, oh, I'm looking, and you know what? You can't control it because you don't have a connection to the speed force, and it's doing this. Go one step further then and try to explain it. Have Barry use his intelligence and his hyper-thinking, Eric. I wish that was back, but give us more of an idea. Give us more of an idea of what it's all about and why it is. And then going forward, boy, I'll start giving this some really good scores because I like this issue. I like it. I don't love it, uh, but I do like it. I like it more than a lot of the issues we got. I'm giving it a 7.5, and I, I'm considering that very positive. I like the art. I that like all of that, positive. and I, I think that I had a good time, and I do appreciate 
it being a jumping on point and and Barry explaining something. And we get, you know, hey, I'm living with Iris. Hey, I'm on your couch. I'm all this. I really like it. Hey, I'm still working over here. Hey, look here. at me. Burns and Morrow. And, and really, we haven't seen Burns and Morrow in a while. And I even think that people jumping on – I didn't get enough of the idea. Oh, look, they're cops. They're trying to find the, the dirty wolf there, and they're trying to do it on the on the Big slide. I wolf. actually liked it. So what would you give it? I'd give this a 7 yeah. out of 10 because, well, I still enjoyed it. And the thing is, it's weird. I really enjoyed the art by the end of this, but when I jump in, you see Barry with those gigantic ears. Yeah. Like, you know, there's the I know, yeah, the yeah. Said. It threw me off so bad. Reminded. As the, series, the issue progressed – I actually found myself really enjoying this art, especially when the trickster showed up and stuff like that. But the little bit we're getting, I'm not saying I'm a fan of the Speed Force, the Sage Force, or any of these other kind of bullshit forces, but it's something different and it's not sad. Like, you know, we can move away from it like sad sack freaking Barry at this point, and we're actually getting into some interesting story territory, even if you're not dealing with the stuff that you wanted to with Wallace or Wally or anything like that. But it's doing something right now, and I'm happy for that. So right now, I'm happy for what we get, and hopefully this kind of momentum Yeah, continues. and Dan did it on the site. He gave it a 6.5, but he gave it a 6.5 mainly because it was a lot of recap, a lot of setup and oh, stuff like that. But after the Flash War and then that epilogue that drove me nuts and made me give up the book, uh, I actually like this. This actually had the kind of, you know, it's still a little bit dark, but it, it, it had a playful tone to it still uh, that I really like and yeah. that I always want from the Flash. Uh, the a playful tone it had, Eric. A playful tone. Kind of like when you're whistling Dixie. That's what it reminds me of. You want me no, to I don't. I'll kill you. The next mm. book is Titans, and it's Titans number 24, written by Dan Abnett, art by Brent Peoples, Matt Santorelli, Ivan Placencia, and letters Peoples. by Dave Sharp. Dan Abnett continues Titans being... Peoples is Peoples. Yeah, peoples are Peoples. Uh, Dan Abnett continues Titans being about the source wall emergent events, and this time he takes a page from Simon and the Land of Chalk drawings and the hundreds of other stories where a man or a woman's creations come to life. Uh, really. How many of... And run How many up. times, especially with you, with like anthologies and you like things that are like morality tales and things i've seen this story so many times so many the idea is totally cliched and the story takes way too long to be told and that's actually my biggest complaint about this issue is you get a very cliched story that takes forever to get to the end and the worst part is that it takes forever we're not getting all of the titans in this room i mean they're all presented they all don't have no. a lot to do like i'm telling you Steel and Beast Boy, you might as well say goodbye because they're going to be all fighting people for a long time. And they might have a quip here and yep. there. They have no well, part I, in this I'll story I'll tell you what, what Beast Boy is in this. Now before, and people even said in the Slack this week, that they don't mind Beast Boy because he's not taking selfies. He's not you know, trying to pick up every lady he sees, whatever. But all they do with him, all Dan Abbott seems to want to do with him is whatever crazy animal slash monster slash whatever beast boy just has to replicate that and fight it it, it seems like that's going to be and, his deal if, if you fight and, and it's weird though like when, when they come out and like they're doing the whole thing like they have to go to a park because we yeah. have one of those emergent events Francisco, or whatever it's they called they, you know, the source the wall thing. event yeah but it really feels like dan abnett is writing these characters as his version of the x-men yeah. for whatever, forever whatever i agree reason, I saw he's it like beast. I looked at beast boy i'm like yeah, that's beast. he's humongous. That's, it's a green beast is all it is. And like even this whole psychic thing, like that's Jean Grey yeah. with the telepathic connection yep. and stuff like that. Nightwing Cyclops. I'm like, what, what, yeah. what are we doing? Like, And even like Natasha, I'm like, that's Colossus, yeah. a female Colossus. And then – It's not even a new age of hero. <laughs> and with that, I think that the reason he must have sat and thought and with the artists and things Raven like that. Yeah, maybe. And sits there and like, 
Okay, Beast Boy, he's on the team, but he's usually a teen titan. You know, he's so small, and they have it so that he can't control his powers as much, and that makes him bigger, just so that he fits in with the, you know, the the kick-ass walk. And, yeah. I'm saying, though, was that the whole thing? is like, oh, he's only 16. He can't be a titan. Let's make him not be able to control his size so that he looks more like them. And, yeah, I I agree. Actually, you say that about the X-Men. I may like it a little more. I may actually like this a little teeny bit more. And the thing is, I I like the idea that he is making this as X-Men because we had, you know, all these issues before where the Titans, as much as I love the characters, they weren't that interested in their own book. It wasn't a lot going on. Making the aspect here, we're like, all right, Dan Adams, he's going to do the DC's version of the X-Men because everybody wants to rip off Marvel in this for some reason anymore, but... What he's still doing, though, the source wall story where everything that we're doing, like I even said in the first time we talked about this, when it first came back, I think with yeah, the Titan, Titan special, special, the source wall energy, it is your yeah, MacGuffin to do whatever you want and say, it, it, anything can make sense. Oh, source and, wall and energy. Like, that is yeah, lazy as lazy shit. shit. Especially for the story And they become kidding. pretty much your, your guys. Where, where's Zach and the ghost hunters? The, the ghost adventures, whichever one that is, because all they're doing is hearing something happening and then running the to it. Gym. And then trying to oh, and then possessed. trying to figure it out, it's trying to figure out who's possessed and what's going on. Well, when you get to a place like, and it always seems to take too long. They get to San Francisco, they're going around. They're like, okay, we have this. They're EMF detectors yeah, going you, they, off. They know they're they, in the right area. They of the have coast. the uh, Xbox Connect. They're trying to use that. They're taking some EVPs. Yeah, you got to explain that to me. I don't know what that means. You get so you, it's electronic you get voice so, you get so mad that they end that. up explaining that every time. And I didn't know what it was. But you now they go. So they, they land. And it's always the thing. Okay. Yeah. You guys go that way. You guys go that way. You guys go that way. Let's see what we can find. Psychic and blade. they end up finding the three things that are exactly connected and then try to figure out what it is because they go and basically see these big monsters. And right away, you're getting jokes from them that happen to tie into what the story is. I go and me and you are – it's me and you. It's the Weird Science crew. We head to San Francisco to stop. I go after I see the orc and shit my pants. Then I'm like, what the uh-huh. fuck is going on here? I'm not like, hey, man, what are we playing D&D? No, no. I- I'm running for my life first off. But even if we're fighting, I'm like, there's monsters here, guys. Let's fight. You see them coming out of portals, but instead they're just – here's the – hey, uglies. Peter Jackson wants his wardrobe department back and i hate to say it we're older guys eric i don't know that a lot of people are even going to get that reference anymore it is sad uh but it's it's sad but i guarantee you that some people are like who's this peter is that michael jackson's brother yes it is do they know who i'm sorry you think that they know i would think that people would know more of michael jackson than peter jackson by name now and i say he is he's just his fat white uh, older brother there he is but no even that it's like it's jokes I'm looking at the it, fat it, it's man. Jo- <laughs> it's jokes and stuff with the orcs. Play this, and then yeah, Beast Boy. Oh man, a unicorn. What's this? D and D. I hope I don't get a critical miss. And I'm telling you, the thing is, I was just telling you about some like fantasy yeah. game earlier today. I love and I it. After reading this issue, but yeah, and that's the problem. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it I'm saying bad. this, and the Lord of the Rings is one of my favorite series. D and D is one of the most precious oh, things in my whole entire existence. This is forced, and this is it, – it seems lame. It actually feels like somebody – then you have to mention you know, some J.R. Tolkien. He's hitting all the things that I don't know people are getting, and 
it makes it se- I, I actually almost feel embarrassed that I know what's going on. I'm like, oh, I'm one of these guys. But as this goes on. And I feel embarrassed from my heroes well, having yeah, and these And as you go on, you get Steel and Raven go and find the one guy who's just sitting around. Now, again, there's nobody else around. They go, hey, old man, you look nice. You should get out of here. No, no, no. You already, after one special, I think I get the formula. Why can't you? There's monsters going on, and he's just the only guy sitting around. Ask him that, questions. That old man who says, this seems like, you know, yeah. Prince Travesty yeah, of yeah, Unearth. Yeah. Right. Oh, is that what you, you better start like you? thinking a little out of the box here and realize that this guy is involved, whether he knows it, whether he means harm, whatever. Oh, my God, these these monsters that appeared, they look just like part of my failed novels that I did before I was a teacher, but I'm bankrupt now and I hate my life. And that's all it is. And they fight. They fight. Well, Donna Troy, you, you say like all of that where they don't have enough to say – uh, she she doesn't even sound like her. She seems way off to me. No. She doesn't. She she's been really messed up ever since she left yeah. that Watchtower. But after she stopped the drinking, Eric. Now we see the real Donna Troy. That, no, that's, that's what, what it, it is. is. She started drinking. <laughs> she, yeah. So you get this. Well, in the meantime, they're looking into this old guy. They're trying to figure out. They do figure out that these were his stories. Uh, but again, we're only halfway through the issue, and I, I've already had too much. I'm already like, okay, I get it. Yeah. I get the story. But I've already figured yeah. out the story. And then when we have Miss Marshall, who finally shows up, is like, she's the she's the nuclear bomb. That's, there's a speck of the source well energy that went in the creative center of his yeah. brain and it was able to create an yeah. entire world based on his fantasy story. I'm like, now what we're going to do is we're going to rip that out of Whoa, 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 lady. We don't, we don't do that on the We don't people here. Use your empath yeah. power to make sure I don't rip this guy's brain apart getting this source energy, which I swear to God, I, I, I still think that I have really bad sight even <laughs> though I have new glasses and I should be able to see everything that everybody else does. Did you see any of this energy no, that she was talking no. about? She pulled out. She, I'm like, there is never anything represented mm, on the page just, as far it, as I it know. It did look, look source, a little. Like, um, is it a great assault? It almost looked as if uh, somebody killed a Twilight vampire. Act, though I have never seen the movies, they're sparkly. There is sparkles. There's a little sparkle. The I didn't think that was. I don't the same know, but thing. If, it, if it is, you better get out of there. You're gonna get infected. All of a sudden, now it's in it's Nightwing's you know creative center. The next thing, I, you know, I don't know what he's making. I, he doesn't strike me as that creative. Like, like all that energy stuff, I just thought that was the sun coming back out because this unearth yeah. energy and portals and, made and, the yeah, sun black yeah. out. And even then, you they know, even say, like, what energy. happened to the sun? And we never get anything. <laughs> it ends up just happening. What happened to the sun? You know what happened? Somehow an unearth yeah, portal an unearth opened portal. up. And, and, and the sun so went by away the end of the, it ends up being, again, it ends up being a guy whose fantasy fiction has come to life. Cliche as hell. And But the worst is Dan Emmett seems to think. He's going to blow people's minds. This has to stick around. So not only does Unearth remain in the multiverse for some reason except the ending, uh, but the the prince who, who is a guy who Raven, Raven keeps yeah. trying to read him. And it's like, I don't understand. He's lying but telling the truth. He's mean but nice. I've never read such and, and, strange mental and template that yeah. Cunning and guile and utter deceit. But at the same time, joy and delight in everything – Harmless, yeah. yet dangerous. <laughs> that's, that's Eric Shea in a nutshell. I, and the worst part is, at this point, when she, uh, this, is the, this is Prince Travis. Yeah, now, the this. weird thing about that is, is I took it through the whole way until the end. I took it as these people, that this guy, this prince, he has been formed from this creative mind. So when he says, hey, 
I'm from on Earth, and we're here to protect Earth, that. Yeah. In his mind, he thinks he's real. The, what Raven was reading is the fact that they aren't real, that they've been created. Yeah. But then at the end, it turns different to be like he's Loki. I mean, you want to go X-Men and all, all the things. He's, he's Loki. Loki. That's all he is. And it, it threw me off. Just just the whole idea that, you know, we go through all this. We have the source wall energy. We have to extract this from, you know, Ernest Hinton's head because it's created this world and allowed them to come over because they believe – that Earth is invading their unearth, and that's why they're coming as a police force to stop their what they perceive to be invaders being us. So we got to get rid of the source wall energy out of Hinton's brain, and when it does it, okay, the portals are gone, the sun is back, but that world may still be yeah. out there in the moment. Yeah, like, why? Who's, why who's could ever it still coming be out back there? The but with that, is this now? Is this now one of the questions? Oh, it is. You, you on just solved one. Now, also. I, I can't it's think that a book that is so tied in with the multiverse has a way that Prince Travesty, he ends up smiling and it looks exactly like the Batman who laughs. I, I don't think that that is a full out yeah. – yeah, That's I don't think it's a full-out you know, a, a thing that was just a mistake or whatever because it's centering on that. So I think that that's part of it as well. And then I thought he was no. Yeah, and, the and then book I thought I don't want it to be. I don't really. I'm not that impressed with still going on with stories with the Batman or less. So I don't want it to be that. But while this happens, you end up where they create a portal, they get rid. But the the big thing was is that they kind of switched up the deal, and the real Raven is in Unearth. It's just not a very pretty place. It's funny too because they go in there at one point, and you have this writer. He's like, "Oh my goodness, these are my people, my land. They all know me as a." Guy. God here. I'm like, I don't know what your imagination, but come up with something a little better. Jesus Christ, it looks like they, you know, they, you don't want to live there. Hell's a nice place to visit, Eric, he, but you don't want to live there. I, I'm thinking about it too. Like, I'm, I'm looking at this guy, the Prince Travesty. Not only you could say he's Loki yeah. from one of them, but he actually seems like Malakith from <laughs> Thor, the <laughs> Dark Elf. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, all of a sudden, you, you have opened up my eyes. You have opened up my eyes to what this book might be about. It's okay. Uh, I just don't like this issue, and I don't like where we're going with this like you said number one it needs i hate that is so tied into metal source well like we have some books that it makes a little more sense to be i don't know why titans has to be we just want fun adventures but instead but basically they are the source wall emergent event hunters that are going to go back and forth. I mean, you're going to continue this because they have to get Raven, but is this going to last a couple issues? Dan Abnett is not known to tell a quick story. So now you do have this <laughs> twice a month, so we'll, we'll move on quickly with it. But I'm hoping they just get her out of Unearth and move on. But what is move on? The next emergent event? It's I, almost like damage. I don't or, know. And the thing is, like, we talk about uh, the next emergent event. I'm like, why can't we just have the Titans? Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. This, this is actually – actually, I'm wrong. It's not damage. This is brimstone. This is just like it. They're just yeah. going to travel around. I need – they need to break free of this metal leash. The they get, the immortals. Yeah, really. yeah, right. Sniffer. They, they have to break that and get their own <laughs> identity because you have some of the best characters. You have some characters in this yeah. that are as one of my favorites. It has a lot of people's favorites. And Miss Martian finally yeah. being in the continuity. That's an exciting thing. She's left behind and she has a secret yeah. that her and Martian Manhunter are keeping and she makes it look like and, a villain and again, while she's it, just left in the background is and night just me or, you know, you're going to have the thing where Miss Martian should know that this isn't the real Raven and that's going to be the deal to show, and that will be the first step of, hey, we do have a connection. Oh, we can't yeah, link yeah, up? it'll be weird. But also, we did go past. You did have a continuation of the Martian Manhunter, Miss Martian type deal of this plan and things like that. It yeah. seems a little less nefarious now. It looks like 
And even that, the whole thing with oh, I'm sorry though, but like um like Raven showing up, I don't think like you know I must call him Malachi, yeah. uh, Prince Travesty. I don't see him showing up for Titan duty no, as Raven. No. So I, I yeah, I think it's going to be very quick when they go. But yeah, Miss Martian though does not seem as much of a a threat like a like the bad person. It just seems that her and Martian Manhunter do have this kind of side mission that they don't want to be revealed. But I, to me, it didn't seem as do you, bad. You think it's where they're. Do you think it's all where they, like, you know, Miss Martian and Martian Manhunter, they have this whole big secret going on. It's all in the background. We're all interested. And what it is, is each one of them is giving somebody these little boxes that they keep down. <laughs> and, this will turn yeah. down the Justice League, take down the Justice League, and give them, like, all this pressure response. They're just boxes. Actually, this I thought they were are. getting ready to throw Batman a surprise party. And I'm not joking. I actually sat there and I'm reading this. I'm like, oh, they're going to throw a surprise party. They don't want anybody to know. It's so ridiculous. But it, it almost seemed also that... Somebody kind of came and maybe that whole angle is kind of like, yeah, kind of face that out. It didn't seem like it was important now the way it did when it first started. Like, yeah, we're going to do something different. So kind of mention it because it's even like, listen, kind of ease off with that there and don't let anybody know. But, you know, do your other things. Right? It doesn't seem as important to me. You want Nightwing to trust you. Come yeah, on. It doesn't no, you seem know, as McGann, important. Again, is it going to be one of those that the whole wraparound was that they were going to try a little Martian, you know, freaking hoochie coochie? Is what I call it, Eric, to get the team. I don't, I don't know well, what we're talking what, about. Is it that he wants her to become friends with them right away, and he wanted they wanted no, to they wanted to know they just wanted to manipulate the team, and then you end up later with almost like the Teen Titans in uh, the New Fifty Two when they found out that. Tim had gotten them, not because they were friends, but because he had a plan and everybody fit the thing. Is it one of those where the hoochie-coochie, Eric, is to kind of get them to like her without really earning that? Like, you know what I mean? Like, at the thing, they're like, we're a team, and then they find out. I just think the hoochie-coochie is going to be pushed aside. But all in all, I I give this a six. I think the art is really good. I could go as low as a 5.5. I think that you're going to go around a 5.1 is what I would guess, but... Nah, you're wrong. Cause I'm oh, about five, yes. five so I'm going to go six, though, because I did like the art, but I'm I'm leaving kind of a window of uh, uh, positivity open that oh, I my. want to get something better. And this was just cliched. So, yeah, I'm going six. You go five, five, you said. Uh, that's pretty much that. That yeah. would be more of my not fake the funk score. Uh, I just want to try to grab something that I like. I, I am so desperate, Eric. Uh, so I see a couple things. I hate Actually, the stories, but I'm telling you, you have so much potential. I'm telling you, even when you see Natasha yeah. Steele show up in this book, I got yeah, excited I because like, we love oh, her. Man, she looks we love so her. cool, this giant hammer. Yeah. I want to see more of her. And even when we have Miss Martian, and when she showed up and see her, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be cool. It's just nothing going up the source wall energy. Fantasies. It's yep. fantasy It's time. so funny, too. Fantasy it's like, time. man, we love Steel. We love Natasha. We wanted Natasha and, and Steel to have the Steelworks book. We've been begging for that forever. Yeah. She's only here for the, the boom room. That's the only reason. So that she can say the boom room's coming and then see her hit people with a hammer that's all you get so it is but uh, i'll blame you once you said the x-men thing and i saw that beginning where they're just walking like badasses i'm like yeah. all right i'll raise my score a little i kind of like that idea don't i kind of like X-Men. that idea and actually doesn't it remind you of that first yeah, astonishing that's what X-Men it reminds thing? me of 
It reminds you of that, but it also, because of the way the team is and the way the Justice League's treating them, it actually reminds me of the Brian Michael Bendis original X-Men coming back as as younger kids where they're kind of pissed because okay. everybody's trying to tell them what to do and things. So it, it has a lot of that with it. I, I think that's cool. You actually maybe look at the book a little more positively because of that, but it, that's only going to go so far. It, it won't carry over to the next issue. I, I need something more. I hope not. No, I need something more. about the Titans? Yeah. Ten out of ten. I need something more, but that actually got me kind of excited. Though, but we're going to move on to the last book of the section, which is one of your books, Eric, and one that I've loved since it started. Hawkman number three, written by Robert Vendetti, with art by Brian Hitch, Andrew Curry, Paul Neary, Alex Sinclair, Jeremiah Skipper, and Starkings and Comicraft. Hawk. Hawkman has come to Dinosaur Island to find a clue to unlock his past so that he may determine his future. But there's obstacles along the way from T-Rexes, Featherins, to Carter's own Thanagarian version of himself. Yeah, there's a lot I still don't understand in this book, but it's at least keeping me entertained while it takes its time with the answers to my yeah, questions. Yeah, uh, this is one of those books that is it going to make me love the series more? No. It's not. It's a, it's a, it's not a down issue. It's a cool down issue. It's kind of a, a setup exposition heavy issue, but it's not going to make me hate it. It's not going to make me like it less. It's very similar to what we got yeah. last issue because well, it's, you know, like instead of just going to ancient Egypt and fighting his other former self, that's going to be yeah. a cliffhanger because instead we got T Rex. Yeah, you, you know what? The thing that why, uh, the thing I think of, and I don't know that anybody would think the same, but maybe you will. Eric, we're, we're kind of together on things. We, we have a bond. We have X-Men. a bond. It reminds me of the X Men. No, it remind. It actually reminds <laughs> me of most of the things we got with the, with the Hawkman in the metal event when we would start off with yeah. him writing in his book, and you, you'd go. Oh yeah, it's, it, that's the yeah. thing. It's 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 frame for that's frame that because it is the me. whole narration yes. is the big thing. Yeah, that, that's it. Really, Hulk it really log. goes Hawkman's log twenty two eighty three. <laughs> Spock is really being a pain in the ass, and that bones. Jesus Christ, let me tell you the things he's into. You have it, but it is very reminiscent to me of the metal deal. And where I don't mind it because we are getting some neat narration. I don't mind the narration. I actually yeah. enjoy some of it, but it's. I, I want the book I just to be find different. It boring when we actually have to sit down. Well, I'm telling you. I, I don't mind the narration, no. but when we actually have to see Carter Hall sit down to That's really what I'm write saying. the narration yes, no. that we're reading, I'm like, why, why, yeah, why can't and, we just have some action? Yeah, while exactly. We this, and there is know? some like, neat why action. Do, why, does he, why does he have to rest and write this down and us have no. to see and him do that? There's some good action. He fights you know, a T-Rex yeah. that ends up just giving up and walking away, uh, and then he fights the Birdman. But there, there's some good things. <laughs> I thought <laughs> so we were in Flesh Gordon with the Birdman showing up. But with that, it's it's just that it's – I want to get a little past the metal beginnings of this so that we can go forward to make it its own book. This kind of seemed to take a little step back towards back towards metal again. And then you have weird things. I mean, yeah, you have them. And this is going to be a a quick talk because it's all narration. So he's there and he's following the nautical map. That, that he ended up getting that he left for himself, and, you know, the ancient Egypt deal, he gets it. Is it a nautical That's what he said. Map I thought he an, said it was like, a nautical yeah. map, which made me like, huh, really? And then he fights a tyrant, uh, T-Rex and then has to tell the T-Rex that eventually you'll become birthed. You know, it's one of those things that is a cool oh, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, he said it. It was weird. So he did get to the island. Which And that is a, that's a bit, too, that actually kind of bothers me because it, it was pushed so heavy in Rebirth, you know, we have the yeah. cube, whatever, the cosmic cube. I don't even know what they're calling the thing that yep. Superman had to get the dinosaur island with Superboy. It seemed to be a thing out of space and time for Hulkman to I, show I up. Took it I, as a, start, I, yeah, I took it as a way of 
he's kind of beyond space and time himself a bit. And I went, but I actually, what you're saying that, I actually appreciated that we didn't spend a whole issue of him trying to get, I thought we were going to have this issue of him just trying to get to Dinosaur Island. And I really thought it was going to be one of those, like, I have to go through the the thin membrane of this. And if I think of that, and oh, I was God. like, I really God, was worried. You start off, he's there. But if we, if we would have taken the time where he actually was sitting there eating a freaking, like, you know, a T-Rex like a turkey, like yeah. whatever the hell he was eating. Looks like he's just eating a pig. that time where he was writing and eating, for him to go to Superman and say, hey, can I see yeah. that cube of yours? Yeah, but uh, the other problem is, though, that might throw that Super Sons book out because I think that eventually they Cut. may have that as well. But even if they didn't, I think yeah, they, they kind of just don't. Yeah, actually, this would be after, actually, in the continuity, the way they spelled it out. Yeah. But he gets attacked by, you know, he's there at this mountain. He gets attacked by the uh the featherings and uh the i, see I just feathering. i just think that they're going to play with the idea that they have feathers eric and it's going to be a george lucas style uh and naming well, these are yeah. old characters but I th- that and that's what i'm saying any golden age thing. character that f- has feathers is going to have feather in the stupid name that's uh, y- y- golden age characters that hey there Gold face. The guy's gonna have a gold face, Eric. He's not gonna have a silver With face. Him, it's not F E A T H. I thought like feathers, whatever it is. They're 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 birdmen, <laughs> and he's fighting them, they're and birdmen. they just keep coming at him. And there is a weird talking with it, where it's like, "My mace. Now I'm mad. I'll take all of you. I don't even need." My mace? And now we're going to talk Marvel deal. It's, it's Thor. He gets the mace, but I don't mind that either. And that's the thing is, it is never brought no. up again. I'm like, I really am like, at the one point, you know, we're fighting T-Rexes. We got some featherings doing shit. When the he drops the mace and the mace starts glowing and flies yeah. back to And him, now I'm he's like, taking advantage of it. Now he's throwing it. He's doing – what happened if it was and one and done? Myself, All right, the rest of the issue is going to explain the Mjolnir yeah. mace I, I out of thought, nowhere. But no, we never I thought get the mace was going to get pissed at one point. Hawkman's so goddamn lazy that he's flying around with the mace just flying next to him. He goes, I don't have to hold you anymore. Fuck that. Uh, you know, this is a fucking life hack if I ever heard one. Uh, great. But he ends up going then fighting through all of them and ends up at the top of the mountain. And then the, the featherin at the top of the mountain there, he's like the old guy. And he's like, okay, uh, I'm blind, uh, you know, but I can still see. And all I wanted, I've been here my entire life. Yeah. My line of my you have family's a lot of line. This, this week. We have been here yeah. to wait for you, and it was my. It'd be my greatest yeah. honor to be able to see you approach because that's all my family's ever wanted. Too bad that I'm I blind now you. because yeah, I'm so old. And then Hawkman's like, "Well, wait a second. How do you know it's me if you're blind?" He's like. No, Feel my face. He's like, oh, hello. He hello. starts doing his face. Uh, you're pretty ugly. Oh, man. I have a helmet on. He Look, takes the helmet off. Oh, you're no, real I, ugly. I've been, hello. I've been guarding this cave for 70 years now. There's one way you can get into this cave. I need to sculpt you. <laughs> Let me feel your it's face. It's a combination of of uh, Lionel Richie's hello video and freaking ghost. Yeah. Oh, my. I love you, C. Carter. He's behind him. They're shaping the shit. Yeah. I like it, though, because this is the first time where you have the idea of, you know, my family just is here waiting. This actually ups it up a level of a family and a, and a race there that's there to serve them, but just wait and then dies. And, and, like, yeah. In the days before my grandfather's yeah. grandfather, our flock was sent here to guard the secret of the area. I'm like, wow, somebody yeah. really well, fucked over really, your flock. Here's the thing, and you have Hawkman. He's like, wait a second. You just told me you knew it was me because only I could get this far. 
but yet you're guarding it. Why are you guarding it? He's like, oh, no, it just jumps off because it makes no sense. If, if Hawkman's Uh-oh. the only one who could get that far. Turns out I'm your biggest fan. Yes. I'm just waiting here. To- <laughs> I, I wanted a selfie, autograph. but I, I can't see. I can't see. Oh, no, my I can't see dead. without my glasses. No, he, he's, he's just there, and he's like, can I take a selfie? And Hawkman's like, yeah. The guy just has a, a rock. He doesn't even have a camera. Hawkman feels so bad for him. He's like, listen. If if we go down to the base of the mountain, I can you know plug my phone in the Arby's we have here on Dinosaur <laughs> like, Island. You don't want fine. to go to that Arby's. It'll give you the shits. And then says, like, Go to the is, other it, Arby's, is there any Island. sort of way that it's possible that you're you're part of the Featherance that they inbred because you you are a stupid man? He's like, I've just been waiting for those words from you, and then he just jumps up because he dies. But yeah, he's there to protect something that only the guy who's supposed to be there can do. Haven't you thought of this? You've been sitting here doing nothing. You're, you're sitting on a rock. Who made a cane for you through all this time? You wouldn't have had a cane as a young man coming up here. What is this cane made of? But yeah, he actually gives... Well, the thing is, he's a feather and he's got wings. He could, I'm sure I don't, he went uh, about... There you go. There's no the case off. Younger, There's no case in. off here. He can't go to the Arby's. He has to stay there. Maybe some people brought him things, but to go there, you have to fight through other feathers. I think he's there alone. I don't think this is well thought out. Where is he going to the bathroom? Uh, it all leads him saying, listen, do you carry the hook-headed staff? And he's like, I don't know if you're coming on to me, but I do have this. I wish he's like... Hey, yeah. you have the hook-headed staff, or are you really, really happy to see me, Hawkman? But no, he hasn't. He says, that's L- the deal. L- let me feel. <laughs> that's not the staff. Let me feel. Oh, my goodness, it's bigger than I remember. Uh, that's not the staff. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I know. But yeah, he says, use that, use the deal, and he does go in. I love the thing when he goes inside. He has the staff that he got from Prince Kufu yeah. when he went back in time to fight himself before, and he goes, this, these glyphs, I'm like, One's a Hawkman symbol. Yeah, the other's a bird with a like. I'm saying it's, yeah, it's Thanagar. It's Thanagar. It's a bird with a yep. planet above it. I'm like, he's got actually. Like, how long have you been rocking uh, this uh, Hawkman symbol? Yeah, what this was Hawkman, this the, the only thing though is when he gets there, I thought he was going to start. He was going to do some scratching. I, I, I want the knife. I thought he was going to say because it does look like a turntable at one point. But also, the no. guy outside. But he the guy outside with the with the the cane. What else? What is he doing? Because. Hawkman goes in. This is a this is no. I'm saying though, this is a very small room. There's not much going on on this mountaintop. And how did he? He went blind just from age, or did he go blind from the only thing that he could do there is masturbate, Eric? And he ended up staring at the or masturbating. Yeah, that I was always told that's what it would do. Didn't stop me. Didn't stop him. He's got a he's got a cane. Yeah, I used to tell you. I used to think as a kid I, I was the only one who could stare at the sun. really caused me some problems later. But yeah, he ends up and he goes and he, he activates this deal with the, you know, the hawk head deal. And it ends up giving him some consolations, but they, it's a planetarium, he yells. And uh, I'd love it if the guy's out there. So yeah, I could have used that for entertainment when I had eyes. But yeah, it all ends up, he's like, this isn't, this is alien. The brother Sixer, he realizes what it is. And that's when he realizes all of a sudden he's on Thanagar. And you have Carter Hall. And believe me, Katara Hall, we, we have the deal where we, we throw a lot of shade in the past to Brian Hitch. Those days are over. This this last this cliffhanger page, this, this cliffhanger awesome. page is incredible. It is so good that it just made me smile. I just sat there looking at it. I'm like, that looks so awesome. And again, it's it's kind of going the route that I thought it would. Now, do you think this is a current day Thanagar or a past I think it is a past is what I think. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see how it goes. 
Because it's going to mess things all up when they try to talk about the yeah, reincarnations yeah, yeah. and whatnot. But I, I really like it. I still really like it. This is probably the the down issue of the three, but not that much down. Yeah. I'm still going to go 7-8. I'm still very entertained yeah. for what's going on in the whole thing. Like, I'm telling you, I have some problems with the stuff that's going on here. Like, I'm telling you, the may stop being – Yeah, that, there's a couple of things that are just kind of there. Yeah. It just happens and never talked about, but just the whole idea that we're not getting the answers, but like I said in my blurb, I'm at least yeah. being entertained oh, I'm while I'm fun. waiting for the I'm answers. I'm having a lot of fun. And I'm giving this yeah, I'm seven giving it a 7 out of 8. I can't give it an 8 just because – and I almost can because of the art, but I can't give it just because, like you said, the thing with the mace is not explained, and a lot of it is narration for the first half. And we're sitting down <laughs> watching him just yeah, relax yeah, yeah, for a while. So. I'm like, really? Well, let's, let's get past the down. Let's leave this on the cutting yeah. room well, floor. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah really. Come on. These are, this is the, not the director's cut that we got to get this nonsense. I don't need to get hungry yeah. looking at him eating the Dinosaur Island version of KFC. I don't need that. Let's move on. He's, you don't realize he's at the Dinosaur Island. Yeah, well, we didn't fair. know that. He has the big deal. Oh, my God. He ends up seeing one of his friends there who he went to college with who's a thespian who's there and has to pretend that he's still in, in the deal. That happened to him, my buddy Jay. But the thing is, he's also a jerk because he's the guy yeah. on stilts. Yeah, that's not fun. But, yeah, uh, I, I like it. 7-8, and that's a positive 7-8. The thing is, you're going to give me shit, Carter? I have stilts. Yeah, Look really. Things. Look at Fuck you, off. buddy. I know you came kind <laughs> you of go up, to Go back to your old man with there. a cane there, buddy. But yeah, I, I'm actually still really enjoying it. It's still one of my favorite books. And eventually when we get back to uh, – maybe even next week because we don't have a lot of books next week. But when we do have our next, say, $25 pull list, this is on it. This book is definitely on it, and it shocks me in a very pleasant way of how much you I like it because it? it's one of those where it's, it's more of your character. That's why you review it, but I'm really enjoying it uh, a lot. So – there you go, Eric. I, I am positive, but we're going to go off now positively to go to some mail. Yo, it's mail call. It is the best podcast a week, even though Shay is such a freak. I've got to hear all the reviews and the mail with Jim. That's a win. And I've got such a long way to go. Hey there, Eric. How are you doing? How Pretty are good, Jim. You? How are you? Oh, just wonderful. Uh, you know, we usually uh, think that a lot of the people continue listening to us, but there are people who probably have just joined in, right? That they've never heard. So, what I do you think? So. Th- what do you think they would call this? <laughs> Their last episode they listened to. <laughs> Mail section number two. We're going to start with Rick. Rick Mills, he's on a time-traveling trip. Rick Rude, I like to call him. Rick, he says, hello all. Eric, I appreciate the references to train spotting. I believe this is episode 180 or 83. I don't know what uh, you're talking not about. 183. He says he appreciates the references to train spotting. Ever since I watched it a few years ago, it's become one of my favorite movies. Me and you both love it. I'm very upset that he didn't include me in this conversation. No offense, Eric, but I really hope you guys keep the news and mail intros from Dancing Mike. 
They Ooh, both wee. made me laugh quite a bit. And you have the news. Well, unfortunately, the news will no longer be uh, on Future Deal, but I do use that theme actually yes. when I do my stuff. So, yeah. Jim, you have the worst luck going to the movies. I've been fortunate enough to ha- not to have a bad experience like you. And that could be one of 800 things. I was going to say, any time you do anything, it's a bad experience. Yes, that is true. I saw Suicide Squad, I think, is what I was talking about then, because then he says, I saw the Suicide Squad movie when it came out, and I haven't seen it since. I thought it was a good movie, but nothing special. That's pretty good, uh, you know, deal of it. If I recall, there were a few unresolved plot lines that needed just a little more to resolve, i.e. the guard and plans that the Joker has for him. Now that I have a few comics under my belt, I'm curious if my opinion of it will be different. And he says, thanks for bearing with me. And he said, I... I got to get a hold of him and say that. I don't mind him talking about the books on the podcast. I actually thought it was funny because we uh, think back at all those books, and sometimes it's a, the better days, Eric, the better days. I miss those you, days. Uh, next is Damien. Damien says, so it's a new day, and Damien's back. Whoop, 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 Eric. I read that Tiny Onion had to give us in the penultimate issue of the Big War of Immortals. Oh, what? my God. I would have been so down with that if the blood mask was introduced a lot sooner. I think it could have been real cool. Not cool enough for me to explain what I think would have been cool, but cool enough. And if I think about it, it's weird. It is cool. weird. And I didn't like it. I just want Caden to be uh, like Sylar from Heroes and have that mask somehow give him extra powers too, which I think he will. Have I, liked, I always like to think, David had a line though in Heroes where they went against him. Like, I always like to think that Sylar ate people's brains too. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. No. Heroes? I, I don't know. Isn't that isn't that that movie with uh, Will Smith? Heroes? I no. think he only gets no. memories. There, I think that what he's going to do is it's going to end up being what a lot of these books end up being lately. It's going to be the scene where the ghosts come out and save like Return of the King. Right. I think that all the immortals are going to come out of him. He's going to open his mouth, his blood mask, and they're all going to come out and in a swirl. There was something here that could have been. And he I did agree. look real badass with the coat too that came out of nowhere one out of ten what's next i don't know i started reading wonder woman and couldn't even get into it because orlando is doing something wordy and boring there question mark out of ten he says for that the flash was good i do i do not not like it but i'm not buying any more after this week's 52 get on out of here with these new forces we agree I was a little funny getting to see it was a little funny getting to see commands colds flying commander cold flying through the air freezing people with tricksters got these air climbing shoes what's your guys favorite gadget in comics mine now is the rectal tool Eric I can't get enough of it now what would your favorite gadget gadget be in comics. I don't know. Is, you have to come back to me. Is Silver Surfer surfboard? Is that a gadget I per se? I hate Silver Surfer surfboard. Oh, how dare you! That's a surfboard. I never it's, liked the Silver. John surfboard. Wayne wishes he had that surfboard. Believe me. How about I do like some pimp particles? Is, is that a gadget? You know how you get those some white pimp, dwarf energy. The pimp's, the pimp's energy? particles. There, you got that. Uh, I, is the Batmobile a gadget per se? Is, can a vehicle be a gadget? What about like the, the bug? You know, like Blue Beetle. Oh, I do like that too. 
But that's more of a ship. Is that a gadget? It's more of a ship. Uh, I like that uh, app that Batman has that he puts the bat symbol on things. That's a buddy. That's a friend. How dare you? I'd have to think about it. Is is Cyclops' visor a gadget per se? Because I like that too. From, From a grappler to the size changer belt, what suits the fancy of Jim and Eric? Uh, of course, Eric would say, I'd like the size change about so that I could get bigger. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. There he is. He's a small oh, guy, God people. Damn. He's a small guy, people. <laughs> God damn. I'm telling you, if we ever have a live event, you're going to come out. You're going to be like, and hey, everybody, all you hip shakers and love makers. Hey, I'm Eric Shea. And then I'm going to uh, I'm gonna hire a seven foot two guy to come out. And I'm Jim Warner. And oh, punch you. Podcast. And he's going to punch you right in the face. And it will be good. I'll be in the crowd laughing it up. <laughs> I'll be heckling you. Oh, give uh, Flash a six because uh, that's what my gut is telling me. I also, as gadget-wise, I don't mind the Flash ring, actually. It makes me laugh every time. How my about stuff, that? Uh, Green Lantern ring. Is that a gadget? Yeah, that's that's a pretty good gadget. That is until it starts calling you Jaybird, which makes no sense. My stomach is a well-respected critic, apparently. I'm not reading Superman. Oh, yeah. It wasn't hate speech. It was a metaphor, LOL. Also, damn it, Eric. <laughs> is he? Is he looking into my life? Here, I was thinking Jim is stealing your thunder when in reality, Jim's your entertainment, too. You hear him giggling. That's all I'm doing. If, if Eric stops giggling, that's when we move on. And then I'll try. I'll always try that second time to make him giggle. If it doesn't work, I'm out. Then I'll move on. The, the All you need is Eric to stop laughing. This podcast is going to be three hours long. Jimmy, Jim, Jimbo, don't get mad when some people choose quality over quantity when it comes to the amount of stuff falling out of the word hole. Get fresh crew. You people are great. Now he's insulting me again that I run on and I, I got a motor mouth. Again, come and visit us in real life. You'll see somebody who doesn't barely talk. I just stand there. And I talk to Eric, but nobody else. You people are great except for Richard. You're royal. Joker will be back when he reads Mo books. Man, at work, somebody comes up to me. I'm just like, whatever. And I just walk away. Unless it's wrong turn. They are way more likely to talk to you, though, than me. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because I, I give them responses, at least, that they want to hear. I'm one of those not guys. not just curse I'm, at them like I do? Uh, yeah. Uh, it, I'm starting to get a little more irritated with people and getting it, because usually you yell at wrong turn, then he comes over to me. Uh, lately, I've been starting the yelling. The other day, I was even yelling at him to pay attention to me to yell at him. He, he wasn't paying attention, because he got <laughs> distracted. I'm not done with you, and started yelling at him. Get back uh, here. That's car nonsense. Now. Brandon's next. Brandon says, sup, fellas? Football season is back, baby, and I feel like a complete human again. Hey, you guys feel like animals? No longer do we have to suffer through the boredom of baseball. Like a human, and I, <laughs> I raised didn't... my hand because I didn't realize this I was didn't a multiple know. choice. It was question. multiple choice. And then the guy on the stage is like, "Do you feel like animals?" And everybody cheered. I'm like, "I want to change my answer." He's good. Oh goodness, he has gotten through the boredom of baseball season and get real sports back, which I know excites Eric Shea more than anyone. That's With right. that being said, let's play a game called Let's Pick Eric Shea's Football Mind. Okay, who is your favorite Eagles off-season signing? Sh- should we get the cam and I'll, I'll give you a little hint, sir? A little hint. 
You can even go as far as saying it's it's uh, re-signing Nick Foles. You, you can I go think it's right. brainstorm. Mike Wallace, he said, Brandon. Are you upset that Foles you – know, you, have, you have a lot of guys, actually. But are you upset that Foles is going back to the bench after winning a Super Bowl? Eric's answer is yes because – Carson Wentz is better. There you go. We see, I hear this on sports radio all the time. Why is Foles going to the bench? He won the Super Bowl. Please. They wouldn't get to the Super Bowl without Carson. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. That's half the season. Yeah. Half. Yes. He missed three games. Well, well, who are your three favorite offensive and defensive players? And Eric says, yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. You like Jay Ajayi. You're, you're a do. big fan, right? You like Alshon Jeffrey? You're a big fan of him? That's Rafe's favorite eagle right there. And really? you like Carson. There's your, your three uh, offensive. And, and you know. I know you know. Eric's just going to keep it on the down low. Finish the outdoor bar I don't this know weekend. What you're He's throwing about. shade. It's funny. What he's doing? Yeah, yeah, I know. Actually, we're gonna ask Brandon three things that you do sober. He ain't gonna know shit. He's never done three things sober, Eric. Finish the outdoor. You didn't laugh. See, I move on. Finish the outdoor bar this weekend. Actually, I did. Did you? I didn't hear you. Have a Bills a and Sabers logo. That's the thing. You left inside. We, no, no, we realized too that there's something weird about my microphone. Where if I do like a ha ha, oh yeah, like that's a, true. Doesn't get picked up, so you don't and get to just, hear. The, just the, now the, it the did. Enormous. Laugh. That's weird. Oh, did it? Oh, yeah, it, it went through. Like, like we talked about. If I had to give yeah. it a regular ha ha, I didn't even. I think it, but if I go like ha ha, am I funny? What am I funny? Ha ha. Finish the outdoor bar this weekend. Have a Bill's Sabres logo proudly embedded in the bar top. Oh, I actually didn't know he's talking about his house. Yeah, it was on? just at some outdoor bar. Uh, he has that. He has yeah, the Bills and the Sabres. He has the Bills, Sabres. Yeah, really. Yeah. Then he's like, hey, I got to go home to house too. That's where he goes home and sees his wife and kid. And and possibly William Cat. I don't know. Uh, the but plenty of William ingredients Cat. for White Russians to christen it for the next preseason game this Thursday. I'm not yeah. sure what the Friday will uh, for work will look like, but I'm thinking it'll be coming down with a heavy dose of Eric Shea that day. Yes, indeed. It's actually a fact that when you live, work in Buffalo, New York, the official opening of putting a bar in your house or backyard, in this case, is considered a holy day. Some might say, Brandon, why not put the bar in your house like a normal individual would? And my answer to you would be, I am not allowed to do or put anything in my house. I live with a roommate who's bossy. So now we know the age-old question of who is the boss, and that is the roommate. Books. Detective. I'm enjoying Hill's run on Detective quite a bit. I mean, it's far from the best Batman work I've read, but when you've been fed prison food for two years and finally get a steak, an average cut of steak will do. I didn't expect a filet mignon. He's already, he's angering people in the Get Fresh Crew. My <laughs> suspicions are that Hill's story is a bit neutered by DC Editorial at the moment, and they're picking on the little guy when all I should be focused on Tom King making this the PTS DC universe. There you see, he's got a little catchphrase. I said that I think and what I heard uh, and it kind of makes sense. Brian Hill was going to get on. Uh, it was delayed. It was delayed one issue. They ended up having to get uh, a fill-in uh, where we had that Deacon Blackfire you know, nonsense that I hated. Some people liked it. And because of that, maybe he was going to get a six-issue run, but they had to give him five because there's this plan to get to 1,000 that they couldn't disturb along the way. And I think maybe that's what we're seeing a little where things have got a little you know, moved around. Uh, that would be my guess. Or it's just this. So it's – 
you treat it like a mini. It's five issues. Treat it like one of those Marvel minis. There are setup issues and things like that and exposition issues in that like a mini deal, and that's what we've gotten. So Red Hood and the Yellows, but I still really like it. Red Hood and the Yellows, love this issue. It helps solidify this book as one of my favorites of Rebirth. But you'd think that in a book with his name on the title, they'd let Jason at least get a few good whacks in on Batman. Poor dude was getting thrown around more than the furniture at a Buffalo Bills tailgate party. And then they stack the furniture and then jump off a, uh, a trailer into a baby pool filled of alcohol on fire, Eric. And that, that's a just A lot of people called... were actually liking that aspect, too, though, that Jason didn't fight back. He just took his licks. Yeah, he did fight back. He roundhouse. He yeah, tried say, to he, go like roundhouse. Say, when, when Batman would come up around him, he would do stuff. Roadhouse. Like, even, even with the guns, like, bah, 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 yeah, bah, yeah. Around. That was just the initial, and then he would just take his lick. And it's funny, too. When you look, he seemed to be trying to make sure Batman's cape kind of got ripped the way he kind of flow, flew in there, I think. Unless the point was to show – and also, if he's going to let loose on guns on Batman, he, he knows where to hit armor. He's just yeah. making a point, Eric, and there's only one good point, and I won't even tell you where it is. Unless the point was to show that he wasn't really fighting back too much and just taking his beating because he broke his promise to Batman, uh, and he has broken. Really, in the end, Batman should just take it easy on poor Jason. Are we are we going to end up? I think every three issues of something, we're going to end up where we're going to get that picture. Jason's now going to be standing in that stupid picture with Bane. And I'm expecting this, where it's just going to get crowded to the point where we just have a huge picture of everybody in it. I mean, it's not like he affected Penguin's looks. He finally gets on some portrait. Yeah, really. And old Penguin will be back to his old tricks in no time, I'm sure. I saw him in the Doomsday Clock, and my mind is fine. You think that he switched eyes, though. I hope he has an eye patch and a monocle, which I want as well. I want the (laughs) eye patch with the monocle over. Because I I don't care. He is a man of tradition, and and, you know that's what he's going to do. He's going to have that there, and that's just it. He's going to have an eye patch and a monocle, and that's a great look. All right, fellas, that is Brandon. Is that the way I should look? Yeah, yeah, actually, you should. I don't know what. Is this a Okay. I thought you were cueing me that you put yourself on the video, and I wanted to see it, but you didn't. You didn't because you can't work. I told you. I you don't know how to work, work your camera. stupid thing. All right. Well, that's Brandon. We're going to head off now to talk uh, with Reggie, actually. We'll be back. If you're not on the Weird Science Patreon, this is what you missed this week. The Back Issues podcast featuring Sandman number one. I don't know if you know this, Jim, but back in the day, there was there was only two people in the Either you're a Sandman guy or you're a Crow oh, guy. I it's weird. How, uh, you, yeah. you picked the Sega Master <laughs> System like I did. I don't think there was a Sega Master System yeah, guy. It was me. All my friends had an NES, and they all had an NES, yes. and I thought, you know what? Actually, my whole idea of the Sega Master System was I can go to Herb's. To play the NES. I'm going to broaden our horizons. I'm going to get the Sega Master System. I'm going to play that. So you were just a really good friend taking yeah, one for the team. Well, that's what, you what were. it ended up. But the problem is, that thing's sad. Nobody came to my house. I, I was, I had the house nobody ever wanted to come to. And there's the Sega Master <laughs> System. I tell you, I got baseball. Everybody was there. Well, Jim, you could add Fantasy Star and you could add that. But no, I got baseball. And the only thing about it was it made me laugh because whoever did the voice, you know, the digitized voice for a foul ball, it could be fuck. Uh-huh. It sounded like fuck every time. <laughs> It'd be boom, fuck. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, fuck me, foul ball. Brightest day and brightest night. No evil escaped my sight. No war threats, evil mites. No 
aware of my power, Green's light. Ah, yes. There it is, Reggie. Uh, I don't... I'm Woo! against... I don't uh, like anyway. mites myself, right? You don't like mites, right? Does anybody uh, ever say, like, I like, I like mites? That mite. I don't know, but every, you better watch out when you're in space. Watch out for those Warfords. I don't know what they are, but they <laughs> seem very, they're very dangerous. Uh, the the Warfords mites. mites. Uh, whatever he's, I, I think I think of that as like a type of crystal or maybe, maybe. like a type and of maybe furniture. That's what it you know, is. I'm, I'm sitting they're on a crystal <laughs> eating mites is what he's talking about. They hey, seem dangerous to me. They seem very, that's a very dangerous. Uh, just like Wrong Turn is, beginnings of a Wrong good Turn story, himself yeah. is a dangerous fellow. You don't want to mess with him, especially when he is trading four-wheelers for cars. And that's what he's doing now, but yet... Oh, he, boy. Yeah, well, even this. with the thing, he gets these messages... No, he still. Then, no, they, 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 it they just keeps going on and on. I what ends up, and Eric is on board with me now, is the idea that he sets up these things, tells us all about it, and then when I see the messages, these people are not saying what he tells us. Like, he'll be like, they're "Yeah, done they're done." The conversation seems and like told him this, Like you get to the point of stop, Please stop, stop contacting, contacting me, <laughs> and then he'll say. I know, I'll see us on Saturdays. And the guy will write back, no, this isn't happening. I don't want to do this. I know, I'm just mad. I'm sorry I I spouted off. And then they're like, lose this number, please. (laughs) Or he gets a message from a guy that's like, no, I got your number. Yeah, I'll say that. And then the (laughs) message, the guy's uh, icon is a souped-up charger and wrong turn seems to think that that is not the guy's icon. That's a picture the guy's sending, and that's what he's going to give him. And I'm looking at the one thing. Oh. I'm like, this is a sixty thousand dollar car here. He's not trading it for three hundred dollar four wheeler. For like a twenty five fucking yeah, year old like, four wheeler. Yes. No. He just gets mad, and you look, and there are legitimate messages that say. Please stop harassing me. And then he's like, I know it does have the good vehicles. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, all it needs is the batteries. All it needs is the batteries. And then. It really is, it really is horrifying, this guy. It's like pretty much every day he wakes up, it's a oh, brand it new world, isn't it? It's like the, well, everything, everything that and came this before is, what is happens gone, too, now it's a time to learn Because what he does is he comes in and in his mind, whatever narrative, he's made up a narrative <laughs> and he'll come in and it's like, He's so over the top. Yeah. All right. I'm happy today. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Oh, that guy told me he's going to buy my four-wheeler for $10,000 in two weeks. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's dial this back because what happens then when it doesn't happen, he starts crying. And I said, you got you to go middle of the road here. Don't get so excited because then you go that amount down, please. And he just doesn't look. Then he yeah. just out of nowhere – also, you shouldn't get excited at no, all. No, it's, it's bullshit. But then I, I say this to him. Don't even. He looks at me. I say to him, and I say, "Stop! You, you, you're getting excited. This isn't happening." And he looks at me and he's like, "I know my my uncle watched that movie." And I'm like, "Well, oh, well there we go. We're we're, we're now on oh. a different deal." And, and he's talking done. to Eric. Then do you uh, think? Do you think the bulk of his problems actually might be because no. he's deaf? I, I, no. I don't want to. I don't want to say certain words. I know deaf. his problem, and he took a test, and they, yeah. he failed. And that's all his problem. Oh, all right, all right. It's not deaf. It, 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 Is he what we would call on the old serial killer uh, spectrum? Maybe would, he well, likes the. Yeah, he does killing. like killing. killing. He's also extremely dumb. 
There you go. There's his problem. But also yeah, yeah. so Obvious. dumb that he veers into the idea that, again, he has brought back the concept that he thinks that if you're in a horror movie, you end up killing people for real. And the thing I said to Eric, it's odd because he centers on the bad guy. If you're a bad guy, I wouldn't be able to be able to kill those people all the times. And then you sit and I say to Eric, at one point, isn't he going to change it to who's signing up to be killed? But hey, who's taking this paycheck? He never gets that round. Well, I'm telling you, I didn't even get to tell you today because he, he's all fascinated with the movie The Meg coming yeah, out. You know, yeah. that Mega, like, oh, a, yes, that prehistoric oh, yeah, shark and stuff. Shark, exactly. Yeah. He wanted to know. So to get the shark that big, did they just have to feed it a lot? <laughs> That's, That's all. It. That's all they do. All it's they The do. Meg. Uh, I think they took a bicycle pump yeah. and they got it to yeah, a certain it level. Then the rest. Well, was if you actually, I don't. That, that guy who plays the it's does he look like that yeah, in real life? You don't know yeah. that in a shark. Yeah, he, he actually he actually got the uh, face paint yeah. tattooed. But no, he no, he's actually that just that. He thinks that you know. He <laughs> thinks that Jason is Jason. He's actually. He's, Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what well, he thinks. I, I, I ended up talking to him about the guys, the different actors who have played Jason Voorhees, and for some reason, he has the idea that they all look like that deformed yeah, monster. I mean, that's how they got the roles. This is this is a guy like obviously he cannot differentiate from clearly from yeah no he can't. The is in my mind. But scariest that that really is scariest. Oh yeah, but that, yet he he claims, oh you were scared. No. Then he starts talking because remember way back in at Halloween he went to that penitentiary deal where you had like the scared deal. He used to say penitentiary. Yeah, we kept saying no, you're not going to be able to do this. And this whole thing was that you put an X on your face and they can't scare you. And he did this. Well, today out of nowhere he starts talking that when they did that they had to cut their thing short because his girl got scared. We never heard this before. We Too never scared. heard this before. I've never heard it before we, in my this life. is brand new and we think that he's making up a reality in his head again. But that's wrong turn. Uh, we're done. We're done wow. with that guy. Eric wanted to ban him like Amazing. seven times this week. He gets so angry. I wanted to punch him in the face so like seven angry. times this week. He's a Draxilus. So. He's a Draxilus. <laughs> Eric, how can you be mad? That's all. It's all part of the fun. Yeah, that That's is. all part I mean, of the yeah. show. That, that is, is wrong. Freddy Cougar. Freddy Cougar. It's Freddy Cougar. You know, <laughs> I didn't know. But we're going to start this off, and we're going to start off the Reggie section here with the biggest book of the week. It, it is definitely the biggest book That's of the week. Uh, sometimes big. Does not equal good, though. In my opinion, I think that we're all three of us. I don't even think about this book being big, it's which is end. weird yeah, to me it's now. The that I think about, yeah, yeah, it's it a big deal, but never once, any time this week, until you just uh, thought of this no, as any kind no, of big book. It's a little disappointing. I know that you know you're always going to have some people like stuff and some people not. But to me, I, I'm not even. Gonna, I, I hope that by the end, I don't scream and yell that this stunk or whatever, because my main idea is just this is disappointing, and it's disappointing. But not a surprise to me because it really does continue what we thought this whole run was. And Robert Venditti just ended, I think he said, 83 issues on Green Lantern. And boy, there's right. not much coming out of it. You, you have a whole 83 issues and yep. not a lot coming out in of fact, it. In fact, there's a bunch of dropped loose threads yeah. that just got yeah, you know, I mean, kicked one to the is side during the whole time. So. Uh, go with your deal, Reggie. Let's hear all about it. It is Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 50, final issue by Robert Venditti, Rafa Sandoval, Jordi Tarragona, and Tamu Mori. Close your eyes. Give me your brains, dark stars. Can you feel my willpower bleeding? Do you understand? Do you feel my flames? 
Or am I only dreaming? Is this ending to my eternal shame? Yes, it's it's the end. And uh, with that, yeah. again, you don't get a lot of story. I, I just don't understand. You, you have this arc where the main thing that we said was the idea that the pacing was off. So we have this whole thing. This has been set up. This is not a three-issue arc that you like, Reggie. It's not a six-issue arc oh, no. that a lot of people – this is like 12, 13 issues that it seems like it's been going on. If we go back to the controllers, yeah, yeah we're, we're, yeah, we're I'm talking even saying, 12 like, to and, more and issues. And you go, so. and at one point – a lot of people discussing this as this issue. It hadn't been out yet, but we were talking about, you know, the Tomar 2 and all this stuff. Like, Tomar 2 got his ring taken away in issue 23. 23 or 24. I mean, that long ago, we were starting the, you know, the setup. Yeah. So it's a long form story, but we haven't got a lot out of it. And this issue, it, it's not even like you have sometimes where, you know, you'll get this last issue and it's a, you know, let's do the, you know, victory lap, whatever. It's not even that. It's like all of a sudden you're ending, yeah, you're the ending end. the story though, but even when you're ending the story, it's just like a bunch of nonsense. It, it's overly extended. It, Why, if you have been treading water all this time as if you're waiting for this huge bang story, now we get to it, and it's like there's not even enough. Well, for I mean, it. so the the cataclysmic thing here is supposed to be number one, you know, the bringing back the redemption or whatever Tomar of two, Tomar yeah. two or the you know him passing the torch to yeah. the young girl, Somar yeah. Lee, Somar Lee, and of course then Hal using his willpower, you know, yeah. burst thing or whatever the hell it is. The thing that we all hate anyway, because we don't understand yeah, what it is or why he could do it or and what. And why what does is the, he only? I kind of thought he got over yeah, it. Yeah, I thought he got over it. The idea that I thought he burned it out. You know and really, I mean, right? doesn't it point out that, that why didn't he use this before? <laughs> like, you have these abilities that you point out, and you always end up like, yeah. why didn't you use this, like, back then, and doing this and all? He, he has to get fired up, but then <laughs> the whole thing to me, you know, you start with the, Zod kills! No, you don't! Yes, I do! No, you don't! Yeah, fuck off. And, like, you know, that that's all this yes, is. Orion! Oh, Maybe we should kill. Yeah. We can't kill. What, 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 what Orion's doing Orion nothing. What is he, eye candy? He's just going around on a scooter. Yeah. <laughs> he's a harness. He he's on the astro, astro harness, harness and he's just doing nothing. <laughs> he's just there. He, he seemed to be there. Then the biggest thing, there's not much to talk about here. There's not much at all. Well, the entire thing is, is our selective small group of, you know, lanterns and their freaking, you know, guest stars they brought in for this whole thing. They're fighting off dark stars in space while Hal Jordan just has a fist fight with Tomar too. And I'm like, uh -huh. this is just a prolonged thing of what we got last issue to get to that whole victory lap at the end where Tomar 2 is going to have that redemption moment. And that's the whole thing, too, the whole idea where we, we set it up that the, the Dark Star mantles, they kind of take over you. They make you think certain things. So even the idea later on after the willpower somehow dismantles the freaking mantle of the, the Dark Star's will, like, you know, how Jordan overpowering everybody's mantle of the Dark Star with his own willpower, yeah. they could all been taken back to their home planet to be put on trial. I'm like, they weren't of their no. right mind. How yeah, did you well, do this to a boy? Couldn't we argue that they were, you know, they were being mind controlled? And they the controllers. Control. Yeah, I know. By the exact yeah, and with controllers, that, but then they controlled the yeah, controllers. Yeah, well, and, and with remember. that, they're on. Uh, they're in comas. They're in comas. Hank, and it's like one of those yeah. where. You, you can't. That's the problem. The problem I have, even with Tomar too, you, you, nobody wants to end something with a guy being bad. Nobody wants to end something with a villain ever being taken to justice. Like you said, you have the Dark Stars. 
But they don't seem to be of right mind. So you have that. But yet, Hank Henshaw, you, you know, you know he's going to come back and he's going to be nonsense later. Yeah, I and saw with him that, Where did he go? We don't know. Zod just like smell you later. He goes off and nothing really happens. The, the, the controllers are in comas. You have that. Then you go, like you said. Well, even at the end, like my, my whole idea of the victory lap, when everything's all said and done, it's like, well, all right, let's give all the, our uh, Green Lantern Corps, our Earth Lanterns, let's just talk about them. All right, Guy Goddard, he's going to want a beer. Hey, Guy, you want a beer? No, I'm going to go sketch something. Yeah. Uh, How Jordan, what? what are you going to do? Carol Ferris, I like ladies. All right, John Stewart. Yeah, there's nothing really about you will be like. So just go yeah. talk yeah. to the Guardians. Yeah. And it's just, and, and with that, even that Somar Lee. It's like, let's hit the checklist of everybody we're going to deal with going down. I'm like, oh, God, it's so that, uninspired for what you're doing Somar, here. That's 86 Lee, fucking issues. Yeah. How many of you said it was? You still don't that's know these Somar letters. That Lee part, that's, that's just lifted straight from the issue we saw before when she got the ring. That that whole today's the day deal, pretty much, it's yeah. pretty much panel for panel. The thing that we saw before. And this is where we had issues with all this, where you did have the idea that the rings weren't going out that was a big thing that we talked about and there was the little caveat that a ring was changed up because you had tomar too was able to will his ring uh to yeah. somar and that kind of throws it out but because he wanted yeah, to be another Zudarian. And, and yep. there was, you know, people were talking about it people were saying all this stuff about it because in the minds of most people they think that the rings have been going out. Nobody seems to have re- remembered or recognized the idea that these rings weren't going out. That was the that was the basic reason why they needed to team up with the Yellow Lanterns. This is the reason why they had to get Zod yep. and Orion. It, these were because the core was depleted, and this was a big thing. And oh, with fierce. that, in the Green Lanterns book right now, you have something that almost seems like a, a, a something wonky with the battery, maybe the entity, all these things that me and Eric thought this was going to be an imperfection in the battery that was saying also why the rings weren't going out. Now, they but then yeah. that's the problem, and where you really, in my mind, because at the end, basically, it seems they just didn't want fucking noobs hanging out. That's basically what it seems like. You know what? I didn't want to bump into these noobs. This is bullshit. And because they have a speech where... And the thing is, they they say that bit where, you know, like, hey, guys, we're going to go have a beer before all these noobs come and, like, take yeah. care of the... Like, take up the commissary or whatever, but the... If you would have gone out of your way to say, maybe I'm sorry, even it's it's going to be forced, but just to say, we had all these things one after another going down. We didn't have time to yeah. train newbies yeah. coming in here. They just would have gotten killed immediately. Something like that. But just to say, yep, oh, this ring thing, oh, that wasn't yeah, no. a problem. And, and I, I'm with you. They came back from uh, Lost Army and the Edge of Oblivion. This is the thing. A lot of guys died. A lot of the core died in the Lost Army slash Edge of Oblivion. Yeah. At one point, a tear opened that they didn't know where it went, but the rings went through. And I'm talking, these were rings. There was tons. They, they went. Rings. They ended up never seeking out any replacements. That we know the deal. So they went to my, And I'm with you. If they came back then and shit started going wrong and they thought, not even we didn't have time, but – we're not going to set up a slaughter. I don't want to have noobs that don't know how to use these rings. Yeah, a bunch of rookies. rookies who will get killed. We don't have time to train them. Yeah. Said that they went right with the idea. Well, of that's that, why they in, had to in gather. This series as well. Yeah, even in this series as well, John Stewart says there's something wrong. None of the rings are yes. finding new recruits. They're all coming back here, and that's where we kept it from the majority of the series until on. now. And it's like, and now, nope, no. it's John Stewart <laughs> so just now, has to yell yeah. and yell. They were they were done. They were rings done being away. Charged. That was all. They, they were the They were all their yep. USB ports, and they and were getting charged. And they, the yeah. green lights came and on. And this they were is done. where you have 
a guy who had 50 issues in Rebirth to address this thing with one of the most important things that's yeah. going on and never did and has to – you have to end the book with the rings going out. Obviously, you're going to want to continue and you're going to want to have that be resolved. This is bullcrap. This is bullcrap the way it's resolved as if John Stewart was the one who just kept them back. Now – this is my biggest hey, problem. Is it the whole thing? Is he didn't realize that since he's core leader, somehow it's yeah, his yeah, responsibility? He like, he's like, man, I didn't what is this shit going to happen? And, it's like, I was waiting and here's my know, biggest man. problem with oh. this. And again, I can't <laughs> expect every book to line up. But Green Lanterns takes place after this. We've already been told that. Yeah. Why did Penelope's ring come back to Mogo? It shouldn't have. It should have seeked out yeah. another replacement right away. But at that point... Oh, that and continuity, that, Jim. You're always that all point, over that. Though, they hadn't figured this out, that they weren't going to. So Penelope's ring came back to Mogo, went in the battery, as if none of the rings were getting replacements. And also and a way to go, wait a minute. Is it waiting for John Stewart yeah, to say, send it out? he's just got to do this. He That's his job every day. Penelope. Rings away. But even then, the the main concept. I'm not. I'm not exactly. I don't speak for Green Lantern fans as Eric does for the Green Arrow fans. But I always got the concept of the oh, wow. fact that the reason why it wouldn't go back to then Oa now Mogo is the fact that it needs to get a replacement in that sector where they usually would die. So it would be in that yep. sector, that it would go to the, the next guy because yep. it would remain in the sector. Why would it ever leave the sector? This doesn't make sense. And it doesn't it That's doesn't sometimes you get people call Well it you do, but then it would go right back to the sector. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. would not go to Mogo right. and then shoot back. It would always go to the sector, and then you have the things. That's where you get the the cool things of, like, Guy Gardner was supposed to get it, but then somebody came at the last second. You know, you have all that fun stuff with that. Yeah. But with it, like, the penalty. But anyway, the, the whole run, at least half of this run, has been based on the concept that the rings weren't going out. Whether or not it was stated every issue. The, the, it what they had to go get Sun. They that. ended up yeah. teaming up. Yeah. they ended points. up teaming up with <laughs> villains here yeah. because of the fact. And our killer being there is just the reminder that they did team up with the Yellow Lanterns. They're mortal enemies because they were because so they depleted. were so depleted. For quite a while, they were they, they were like they had two lanterns. Yeah, on one yeah they thing. had yeah, to go out. We still have yeah. Space Ape who was yeah, the Yellow Lanterns. Yeah, they all them went, but you you had that whole setup. For the pretty much half of this whole series because of that and all it was, I mean, really, at this point, I wanted Hal to be standing there and they're like, all right, you know, you guys are the generals who won the war. You guys are great. And you know what? Rings away. And Hal's just like, you son of a bitch. Like he realizes that. That's all you needed to do. Like, you jerk off. I had to turn into pure will twice now because of your nonsense. Why didn't you ring away before? And uh, just to think of the sectors that haven't had green lanterns, yet they play that old deal. Oh, and that was why the, the, the universe wasn't really accepting it anymore because they didn't have the amount of green lanterns out in their sectors doing their job. But they didn't because, you know, they didn't say rings away. That's all it went down. I don't know. I don't Ooh. think anybody should get a hold of this rings because before out of nowhere, which has never been resolved, anybody who had a Green Lantern ring, they ended up in the universe that existed well, before our own. For yeah, you don't want to have that happen, but we haven't seen it with these other guys. Anyway, so you got to go with it. If this never I been just, resolved. I just, just want to see where the rings... There are many, many... I want the rings threads, to come back because nobody accepted them. I don't want this nonsense <laughs> to go. But yeah, and then basically ends yeah. with what, what we said, the victory deal of a fan service moment with Hal and... Uh, 
There's no and, need for that. Ferris, but it also there's no need because again, we that what does he do from here? Because we see in Green Lanterns at one point he's kicking his legs off of an alien planet fucking, you know, cliff. Talking like, I really needed some downtime. Well, he knocked on the door, Carol answered how, and they smooched for a bit. He expects I'm gonna stay here for a while, I'm gonna give you know knock some boots. Oh no. That was just like a hello kiss. Yeah. You have to go. Well, off the alien yeah, put us for me. I'm going to kick my feet on a, on a cliff. All right. And there you go. But yeah, it's, it's, you have some art that I really like. You're going to have that, the idea of let's get as many Green Lanterns that we can have and remember and have everybody sure. in there. There, there are a lot of big, but yeah, Tomar, Tomar 2 ends up killing himself as a redemption of, you know, that, but all this, it just, it's yeah. like, really, this is how we're ending, right? And it just, I got it. Well, you want to know something crazy? When I first cracked the issue, in my mind, I was like, all right, that Dark Star story is over. Now we can get the big, you know, yeah. victory lap. And then when it opened up, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's not like, it's not 100% over, but it was so virtually yeah. over it, in yeah. my mind. I was like, who gives yeah, a shit what, about what, that anymore? It almost, like, we know, yeah, it almost you, seemed. You, you turned on the uh, switch and uh, the Dark Stars fell yeah, apart. Yeah, 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 it's that's like you turn you on a baseball game. It's the ninth inning and the Yankees are up by 15. You, you know they're going to win. And so <laughs> just get get done. Yeah, we don't need no. to see the rest of that. But yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't enjoy this at all. I thought it was a big disappointment. It was a big disappointment. But I think it's indicative of at least the rebirth run of Venditti because really he did nothing. Uh, everything mm-hmm. was extended when it shouldn't be. We didn't get a, you know hardly anything tied up except forcefully here and even in the the new 52 the, there's a lot of big stuff you know i mean sinestro came back at one point when and hung, yeah, hung out yeah. with superman he told uh i forgot i guess hal jordan only and yeah, no, nothing, nothing ever happened, happened with that and you know sir natu is out there with this yeah, still met kyle we never saw uh, them. all that stuff i don't know what their, the hell yeah, they're doing at one point at the very beginning they sent saint, saint yeah. walker out to restore Didn't the blue anything. lantern Corps. Nothing well, and now we're going to go. The no only book we're going to have is Hal Jordan's Space Cop from Grant Morrison, and he said yeah. that he's not going to deal with like real big things. He wants to do the Space Cop. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get another Green Lantern Corps book, but he's I don't care. Lying. It's nah, he claims go it's not because he said, he said he's uh, actually talked to uh, Jeff Johns and actually doesn't want to step on anybody's toes of anything they're doing, so it's going to be a very uh, focused, singular book, he said, that he doesn't want to mess people up with what their stories are going to be later. Remember, remember when he said that about Action Comics, New yeah, 52? I actually, I saw him when he said Action Comics. He said, I'm going to fucking do whatever the fuck I want. I remember seeing him. He, oh, he yeah. said, he's like, there's two books. Don't ever expect mine to jive with that other. And then, oh, what? I'm off of, uh, you know, you're canceling Batman Incorporated? Well, I'm going to kill Damien. And he came out and laughed about it and said, if you don't like it, fuck you. I actually believe him. I think that he's just going to try to write a Hal book. and, and ca- I think he's right. just I mean, cashing a picture. Like I really do. The way he says, like, hey, I'm sure. going to do Space Cup stuff. But we'll see. Uh, but I also wonder by then, by November, December, maybe January, that we're going to get a Green Lantern core book where, because you're going to have a lot of guys. But in a rumor that I can't say I know anything about or what, you know, no inside info, mm-hmm, the big rumor mm-hmm. is Kyle Rayner is going to die. Uh, coming up, uh, I yeah, have this heard is this. like the I big news. That's the big thing on the grapevine. Uh, you know, pass it down the alley deal of what's going to happen in Sanctuary and things like I'll that. Murder so everyone. We'll see, but. Stuff Man, him in a fridge. What do you think of this issue, Reggie? What'd you get? If it wasn't for Kyle Rayner, we wouldn't be doing this podcast oh my right now. Goodness. I would not have continued reading DC comic books because I would like I'm telling you, back and forth doing all this stuff stuff. When Kyle Rayner became the Green Lantern, I became infatuated with the character. Hey, I'm just I like saying rumors there, buddy. The whole idea. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, well, hey, 
No, you know, to come to think of it, you kind of style yourself oh, after yeah. Kyle oh, Rayner, yeah, don't you? Big artist over there. There, was, there is also something I thought was, you know, we saw here another manifestation of the extra beyond the uh, normal scope of willpower surging their yeah. rings up to, you know, 200%. Or, you know, we didn't see that exact thing. The same type of story. And it made me think of the fact, I don't, I don't know if the Get Fresh crew knows this. I know a lot of listeners don't know it, but Eric is actually a man-child at he 200%. Is. Eric's a man child at one percent. other guys, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he's he's, he's is a man child, but at rest yes. even. But you know, where other guys, other guys can recall the Smurfs and you know Transformers. Snorks. He goes the extra mile, and yeah, he talks about Snorks, snorks and uh, yes, the Rock. Yes, he look. does. So, he does. Uh, and when he you does, know, it's, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a surge. It is it's a like, surge. It's like man child oh, at two hundred percent. Gracious, you know. And, yeah. Virgin level <laughs> rising. Girlfriend <laughs> leaving. That's what it says. And then he's like, yes, yeah, at least uh, everything has a benefit. But yeah, what'd you give it, Reggie? Uh, I gave this thing a 6 out of 10. It pretty much was a lot of art. Uh, you know, there were tiny moments that were salvageable, but overall, it is a disappointment. It's just, it's just flat, like the whole thing. I was shocked to see, like, the end of this fairly mundane story in the final issue, I expected it to be yeah, more like a. It was uh, leading to remember the huge. times we had, or whatever. Yeah, it never know. got big. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it really, it really was not much. So yep. six out of ten was my. I go five offering. eight. Uh, I did like the art. So the art, the art's really good. You get a lot of pages if you like those issues. Well, the whole run has been like they'll always have one or two spread pages with a space ape, you know, strutness stuff. You always see him right yeah. in the middle. You always see a bunch of things, but I always do like. I always like it, and I know that people really do dig that. It's just there was no story, and and you're leaning this. You you have had where basically I believe it was like at 41 where you, you it was kind of announced or 42 where it was announced. It was like okay, everything now is leading to this big oversized 50 or extra size 50. So let's set all this, and it's set up, set up, set up, set up, set up to get to barely a story, and then you force it. I mean, I, this this is nowhere. I wouldn't expect it to be considered any, anywhere near as epic, but. Think about when Jeff Johns that wrote 20. the what was it, Green Lanterns 18. Oh, it was, it was huge. And it's like, it's one of the most heartbreaking, like, yeah, you, you know, like, like looking back on this whole run and Sinestro, the whole thing with we, we were always yeah. friends. He uh, killed Guardians and, in that and one. Just Shit. remember, too. It was, it, was, it was an epic issue by itself. This one, well, that we won't remember. No, and and this before. ends a five year run. That Robert Van Diddy has on this book, and it's, you know, it doesn't really play off, and I'm looking now, I knew, but there's one, two, three, four, five, six, ten out of tens. Ten out of tens, and it's like, it's <laughs> a, uh, thank you for your great run, Mr. Van Diddy. And like it, you really, you know, and and a lot, a couple of these people uh, are people I don't respect uh, more. You know, I respect myself way more than them, and I don't respect myself. There's a couple I respect. Wow. There are a couple of people on this. Wow, there, there are. They must be some real. No, I'm telling you, there's there's some people though that them. on this that gave it a ten that I respect fully. <laughs> what is it, Joseph yes, Stalin? It was. Yeah, you, you don't know. You didn't realize on. that Edie Mean <laughs> set up a comic oh, book. Really? You didn't know this. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. Here it is. One of the best stories I've ever read. Kim Jong-un. Oh, my goodness. How dare you? Now, there's some on this list, though, of tens that I really do respect and think that they know a lot more than me about Green Lanterns and stuff like that. But yet, 
This is not. A, I'm just looking at it as a storytelling deal of an ending of five years of a, a, a nonsense. A, there's not enough. Five eight. What about you, Eric? Five point one out of ten. I like the art, and that's pretty much it because the whole thing is very uninspired. It's a recap of everything we had last issue with the fight of Tomar Two Hal with the fight in space. Just went to the whole victory lap and thrown out thing with the oh the rings work now hooray there was nothing good in this that would do anything to wrap anything even though like I'm sorry the whole victory lap at the end Guy Gardner wants a beer Kyle wants a sketch Hal Jordan wants to smooch with Kyle, like Carol Ferris but you know nothing about these characters yep. yeah. get the John fuck off Stewart this book don't ever touch him again he wants to go over his blueprints. World he wants to go over his blueprints. he thinks that he can make a better bridge. Uh, it's funny. Another guy that I do respect that I will call out by name, Hussein, uh, he ended up reviewing it. He gave it a three. <laughs> He's the bu- This book unsurprisingly stinks. There's his <laughs> I love Hussein. See, he- he's telling the truth there. He doesn't like it. He's telling you. Yeah. But yeah, I-, I-, I don't know what some people think, but hey, that's not me. I'm no, I'm no minds readers, is what they say. I mean, listen, you know, we're, we're all, I-, I know we're all Green Lantern fans, at I'm least just a comic different fan. degrees. We all love to see a book that we can get yeah. excited about but this ain't and it, here folks. this I'm is sorry. where really i am on lame. the the uh the the deal of green lanterns along the lines of some other things that aren't my they're not my favorite i'm not gonna ever tell anybody look at me i'm a green lantern fan a lot of people are but i want to be and i want to and unfortunately most of my green lantern you know past is robert van diddy and believe me he has not gotten yeah. excited to jump on in fact I in fact well no i'm saying you didn't let me continue, you son of a bitch. Yeah, the thing is, the thing I do get excited about is when, uh, you know, a guy that I respect and tell and says that it's great. And I do mean you, Reggie. So now Eric, Eric will tell oh, me, and I'm thought, like, but well, why can't I? I thought you meant the Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he loves, loves Kyle. He Kyle does. But I, I, that's the problem is when I hear people say, even Hollywood kid. He'll be like, I love Kyle Rayner, I love Kyle Rayner. But if he tries to convince you to like Kyle Rayner, it's never anything from the past five years. It'll always be before you. Yeah. And, you know, no, so it's nonsense. No, no. But we're going to move on to the next book, which is what, Reggie? It is Suicide Squad number 45 by Rob Williams and and, and yeah. Dan Abnett, Jose Luis, Jordi Targona, and Vicente Cifuentes, and Adriana Lucas. Five criminals, four heroes. And one controversial coronation ceremony. This is the perfect recipe for genocide. Coming this fall, you're gonna get wet. Trash oh, Atlanta. I, I jumped the gum. Starring Deadshot <laughs> and Satan's anus. Rated R. Hey, I thought I, thought I was gonna get a real oomph there. I jumped the gum. I got the uh, wow. Yeah, Suicide Squad. This uh, starts the Atlantis Rising, or Sink Atlantis, actually. We've yep, already had the Rising. Awesome. And uh, it's okay. I mean, I'm not going to say this is the worst comic. This, uh, this definitely, I mean, you know, maybe maybe my score when we reveal it, it was maybe more exuberant than it needed to be, but not by much. I really enjoyed this, and it definitely was an injection of... I mean, after the last arc that we liked, too, with, with Batman oh, yeah, and, as and a the... Suicide uh, Co- Squad, it's... And then this, like, I was like, this is a, this is a full amount of story I'm reading here. You know what I mean? I felt like I was getting interesting yeah. stuff. I was I was into well, what was happening, and and that was much more than I usually am used to with this comic. Where I'm like, yeah. why? Why is this? It's what are so we looking funny. at? I read this, <laughs> and for the most part, as I get past the cover. <laughs> I'm looking at it as an Aquaman comic because it's it's all in Atlantis. It's dealing with all that. And it almost seems like this is a Aquaman event 
that has the Suicide Squad tagged in there. Oh, because sure, in the meantime, you, you do have some things. This is one of those that always would come up to me where I don't like doing it, but you're wondering what everybody else in the world's doing, where you have part of the Justice League, the home is risen and all this stuff, and now you have basically the Suicide Squad going to blow it up with a nuke. And yeah, I, I actually, I agree. It's a weird way. Wow. Wait well, here it is. Spoilers, here spoiler okay, well, we're not we going to get to that yet. at one point. The, the thing with it as we're going <laughs> is because the Suicide Squad part of it is, you know, standard Suicide Squad. But everything with Atlanta seems to be the Dan Abbott, let's kind of let this kid. Like the whole stuff with Mara. Mara, you're going to be queen. I know, but it's going to take a while. And I'm like, well, we're getting a yeah. Suicide Squad book, but the pacing, Dan Abnett can't even get, stop it. Well, not only that, it's, it's Owlman at the bottom. Just saying over and saying, over. Don't you want to go up and see her? I yeah. don't belong there. I'm, I, I'm it like, seems, no, yeah, that's the not focus my world to me, anymore. They don't want a yeah. failed king up there. We just keep yeah, going and back that's to like, it. in my mind. I know, but we basically get, we get the same scene twice, but with the second yeah, time. Yeah, and it's also there. like, yeah. So that's hey, so that's Aquaman. Nice, don't you, know? you want to go Listen, see you know, it, what, it, it, who you love? And I, then Dolphin. Uh. I don't. I don't deny that there. There's especially those. Those. Yeah, uh, those the Atlanta scenes, scenes are not good. There's not much to them. There's not much to them. But the Suicide Squad scenes I really liked, and you know, most of the comic is from their point of view. Even like the intrigue in that fucking war room yeah. with the president, who thank God wasn't drawn like Donald Trump, didn't act like him. It was that just, was you know, Secretary. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's oh, the really? guy. But oh, also, well, the I mean, thing that, that keeps going back know, to me know? is they, they had Spindrift Station, and they do kind of hint at that, but actually, in my mind, uh, Reggie will remember, because I think it's the issue we hated, I think that they're going back thinking of that issue when Aquaman and Mero were just wrecking up tanks. I think that's the issue 12 that they end up referencing, but at one point, they were, like, they... I thought I thought they were referencing the throne well, of the and, and with that, I yeah. No, no. That, that, during yeah, the rebirth, they, they caught, remember they caught a lot oh, of problems yeah, with, with yeah. America. And, yeah. and the, the problem is, though, there was a point where you know before we had old Ray Delane issues, where you did have a she whole you know a, a station. They were kind of part of the UN now. They were having this. Everybody seems to forget that when they go, they only go with the bad. Like oh yeah, like you said, they'll always bring up. The goddamn fucking, you know, throne of Atlantis still, but they're also, they were throwing tanks and they were dead. Well, not only that, it's just, I got so upset going into this issue. You know, it's Suicide Squad. Like, I know we're going to have this whole tie into the Aquaman. I knew that going in, but this is an Aquaman issue. That's it feels like problem. more than anything else. And when all it does is actually just makes go back to square, like, you know, what we already started with, like, oh, America against Atlantis. I'm like, no, yeah, we we've already done this over and over again. How can you just take this back? We have moved we past haven't. this. We have Why it. are we going to move and, back uh, now? My biggest problem is, and maybe I'd be complaining that it's treading water, but usually in this sort of thing, you'll have, like, four issues. And the first issue of a Suicide Squad, you'll, you'll just have the Suicide Squad. You'll set up this new team that they have, which is kind of cool. But even that, then the Aquaman one will show that, and then they'll intermix those last two. And then you kind of have set it up. But with this, it's just this team with Lord Satanus and Jailbreaker. And Master Jailer. Yeah, Master Jailer. And they're they're just heading into Atlantis to to sink it again. And then they find out they have a bomb. And I I don't mind, you know, some of the – but it really – there's a there's it, a lot more there's a lot better scenes though. I really liked mm, Satanus. I thought it was kind of a goofy, fun character, me, you know, no, with his uh, is, you know, 
Huh. Lording it over them. I liked Harley calling him, kept yeah, calling him. It went, it went one or two many that was times. A and then to me also, this issue was set up to be a jump on issue. Uh, if you haven't been reading, you know, you have to, Killer Croc! Oh my god, he's still, he's very sad because of what happened to Enchantress, right? She dead. And you had to set this up and it, it wastes too much time for me. And, and all I was wondering was, where's Captain Cold? Yeah. I liked him being the team What's leader he gonna last do? Turn everything so much. To ice, is that what he's going to do? Maybe. But yeah, it just... It'd be a, like a I said, and then you have Mopey Aquaman who doesn't want to watch the ceremony. The ceremony that we know is <laughs> never going to really come to be fully because they're going to want to do that in a normal, regular book and stuff. Well, she's there, but even then it just seems like something is going to go wrong. And what's going to go wrong? There's an atomic bomb. And you have that. And you that even still have that. Like, although although they initially think that it's yeah, a magic they're ball. They're going to go to the silent school and sink it. Yeah. And with that, you yeah. do have, uh, uh, you know, you have also the reference. Hey, Lawler, this better work. Hey, your ass is mine because I know what the fuck you've done. And we, we get that every issue. And it's the whole thing. I know what you did to Rick Flagg and his crew to get him sent to Guantanamo. But I'm like, really? We're going to go back to Rick Flagg at the beginning of this who we yeah, haven't even seen in a while? It like, seemed <laughs> like that was more than just her. And she was there. Yeah, it was her. But it was like a whole thing. It just, I, I, I really – I wasn't that excited about this. Though it, it's not horrible. It, it, there's nothing wrong with it except the fact that – if you've been reading, there's a lot of, you know, recap with the squad. You do get two guys, which I hope means they're going to die uh, because we've been asking for that. They have to. I was like, it's Master Jailer and Lord Satanus. But it's Satanic. almost like I said. These guys, and the, the whole thing you too. You can't kill Lord yeah. Satanus. He's they even give Lord him that, like, that, those pathetic backstories. I'm like, oh, you are so dead. Yeah, but that's, I don't think that anybody goes that route anymore with any of these books. We have books where bad guys in the Flash War, the bad guy, Wally West gets sent off to the sanctuary because he wants to to catch the bad guy they never end anything with anything that matters and it's starting to bother me and the suicide squad angle of nobody ever dies they, they just go yeah enchantress died but really did she did she because what yeah, yeah, she she's gonna really be back yeah, she's yeah. gonna be back be it fine. seemed like that was that death was more to get croc <clears throat> eventually out of the book because he's too sad he's going to sanctuary i don't know what i don't care what you well, say He's off. I don't care what you guys say. I don't want Lord Satanus to no, die. So if he dies, he dies, I hope he comes oh, back yeah. in a glorious six-issue <laughs> resurrection. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Is Lord, like a Master Jailer, I can see this whole thing because now that the story has changed because Floyd Lawton, when he realizes, oh, my God, there's Atlantean yeah. children down here. We can't do this no matter what. And that's what they discover. It's an atomic uh, nuclear bomb they have. But the whole thing is, you know, we had J- Master Jailer here. I got someone on the outside. Someone I don't want to let down again. And it's his young daughter, just like Floyd. So, like, so Master Jailer, I guess he's not going to die because that would really upset Deadshot. But Lord Satanus, yeah, no and, way and the other thing is, I this. believe the whole part where where you do have the uh, Deadshot's like, oh, man, this isn't going to work. Kids are going to die. That was before they realized it was a nuclear bomb, correct? They they find the nuclear yes. bomb at the end. And there was a whole thing like if it, they it, come down. you could tell it was going to bust the, the up weird the thing. It, it, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, though. If it was magic, it wouldn't have because it, it rose. If it's magic, it's just going to sink again in the way that it did. But now it's an atomic bomb, which would destroy everything. I think that that was a 
forced way to set that up. It was like it was a setup too early for what was then revealed. Because like, well, it was just to show you that he's he's a nice. Oh, guy it is. But he sees all, the people. But the ninth tribe that the ninth tribe was the ninth tribe before. It, it, in my mind, you reverse a magic. It's going to go back to how it was, and you're going to have everything still. Not, it's not just going to be like man, whammo, zamo, sink again, and all of a sudden it sinks and everything squished. It, it would probably go back the way it was though it ends up being an atomic bomb it's not magic so it wouldn't but yeah i lord say lord satan s uh he's in trouble satan anus is in big trouble reggie i died and with that you have satin ass who if he does die and he comes back in 10 years it's about a his normal coming back they're they're just setting him up for the inevitable neil adams written and drawn six issue Lord now I'm going to ask you right now, legitimately, and not a joke. If they it would be had, twelve. No, you're if right. If they had a Lord Satanus twelve issue mini, <laughs> we would by issue twelve, how much would it sell? <laughs> do you think that? that oh God! Could, do you think that could go down to four thousand? Because I oh, do. I, I would just, it would be already be at four thousand. What I was wondering is, could it actually go <laughs> below two thousand? I mean, would that that would be like? I mean, that would be. I bet the last two or three issues would be in black and white. Oh, I'm, were like, ta- I'm we telling can't, you, we can't support the this last anymore. two or three issues. Neil Adams would travel to your house and have story time <laughs> to finish it because there'd only be three people reading <laughs> it, and two would be his kids. I mean, really, he'd just do that when he goes visit them at Christmas. Uh, but I'm telling you. If they did that, Reggie, me and you were on that roller coaster ride. Oh, me I'm and you would, that. and that's something where it would be so bad. That that I would. If it's something where you're telling me it's a book that would sell ten thousand, then I'm out. Because then it's it's it would just be nonsense. But that'd be awful, and it'd be hilarious. But I do think that he's not going to die, but he's going to go somewhere. Where is he from? Where where is that guy from? Where is Satanus? Where is he? He's from a million years in the okay, future. That's where he's ending up. He's just going to go, and they're going to smell you later. And he's going to go off. He's going to go. Hey, Cyrene, let's get out of here. There you go. I, I'm just reading something about him. I just name dropped fucking Lord Satanus. That's his wife. Yeah, he's going. He's like, let's go. He says one, only one person is known to have greater powers, and that's Serene. She's going to come grab him with her runestone power, and then they're going to skedaddle. Merlin's runestone. Well, they're going to skedaddle then, and she's going to save him. That's my call. Reggie, what would you give this? Uh, I was really happy with this one. You know, when you boil this down to the nuts and bolts, yeah, there is a lot of uh, crap and a lot of redundancy, but... I liked a lot of the character interactions among the Suicide Squad. Was really happy to see new characters on the team, even though I know I would like to see Captain Cold back also. Yeah, but I but like the new characters. I'm, de- I'm definitely glad to see a roster change. You know, I, I have to encourage that. You know what yeah. I mean? And uh, yeah. this, you know, this is a situation where I review both of these books. This is yeah. this is a weird where I'm going to be. I, I'm reading every issue of this event, and they're both books that need a fucking shot they in the do. arm for the most part. So this feels to me like this was something like that. I did like I like the story. I like the intrigue. I like the fact that you know who's grifting who once again. Bloody daddy die. And we'll see what the uh, Aquaman side of things does. But I gave this a robust eight point five. Holy out of 10. moly! I like to kill. Who he likes the killing? Let, let... Not on my watch. <laughs> Not on my watch, buddy boy. Uh, 
one thing that I'll tell you about it, and it's it's something that I think is a problem with rebirth in general. Uh, this is a this should be an event. This should be something big. This is the big thing going on right now. This start does not feel big to me. It doesn't feel like an event. It actually feels like an Aquaman story, and even Aquaman's just sitting there. I don't want to go watch what's going on. I'm a failed king. Oh my goodness. Let me kick. Are there any cans here that I can kick? And so it's another one of these so-called events that really feels small to me and feels like when we're done, we're just going to be like, ah, whatever. So I I didn't mind the art. Uh, I like the, I'll, I'll always appreciate. Like I said, I will encourage new members of the squad. That that's great. That's something we've been asking for for a while. And, you know, Lord Satanus and, uh, you know, Jail, they're okay. I would have liked somebody sure. a little more, you know, known or I something too, like but that, no, that's but that's fine. fine. I mean, <laughs> Lord Satanus is there so that they can sneak in, and he does make a whale come to life, a dead whale. It's pretty badass. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a pretty cool scene, uh, but it just felt small, and the idea that they're just going to keep going with this, Mera will be queen, and, they, you know, you already have, and we didn't even say at the one point they go, and they you already have people who are traitors against her. Oh, we don't want those rebellion. They let in the oh, everybody in the ninth yeah, tribe. The ninth they tribe they're like, hey, we're going to let you in the back door so you can take care of this. While in the meantime, the night tribe's all going to be wiped out by what they're going to do anyway. And uh, so it just didn't feel big enough. And I think that it's a lot of recap with you know Crocs crying all that. So I, I didn't really enjoy it. And actually, at the most part, I was bored. Is my biggest problem. Uh, my and problem. with it though, it's not written horribly. There's nothing like I, I don't see the dialogue and say it just kind of was a boring start. Now I do think it'll pick up, uh, but I really don't want one of those where now we go to Aquaman and you're gonna like do a little shift and now maybe the Aquaman book will be better and then we have to go back. I, I want it to hit hard all the way, so I'm giving it a six and I, I'm being positive. I believe Eric will be lower than that. Uh but yeah, I like the art and I do like the team. So I'll go with that. What about you, Eric? The art is what I like the most about this issue. Everything else I was so goddamn bored. It just feels like we're backtracking back into you know the whole like throne of Atlantis, America versus Atlantis kind of territory. And I don't want that. And the other half of this book is like, all right, let's remind people what's been going on in Suicide yeah. Squad. Besides for that last arc, well actually a little bit because I like that but now we're just getting back to the nonsense where they're going to overuse jokes that aren't funny in my mind. And I'm like, this whole thing, I like you said, I was bored throughout, so I give it a 4.5 out going. of 10. He's going, for, he's going well t- the, tonight, Reggie. I'm telling you, this guy has some problems. Would you guys say, Jim and Eric, would you say that your problem with Suicide Squad is that it pales in comparison to the works of Lord Tennyson? Uh, yes, I would say, but possibly that, Oscar probably, Wilde, maybe. Uh, I was going to say that. That was actually the next <laughs> yes. thing. Yeah, yeah I'll go Wilde. with that. Uh, it, this uh, is... It's no, it's no, no, it is not. Says, it is not. Uh, but even so. His name has Even taken. so. And ends. Uh, even so, though, it's just, it doesn't feel big enough to me, and it just was boring. And, and I, I just don't want oh, that. So I would agree with that. Actually, I wonder if people know that this is even, you know, if you don't read these comics, you probably that have no idea this yeah. is even happening. It's like, you'd think they could say but, something yeah. like, hey, I mean, Atlantis, uh, you know, Atlantis emerging. In in the on the dry land, 
And it's, it's causing uh, tidal yeah. waves and stuff. That but they're... sort of that, you, you people around the world might be yeah, mentioning yeah. that. No, you know, no, it feels so very small to me. But uh, we're going to move the last book that we're going to talk to you about tonight. I wish Zebel would rise to take out that new fortress no, of solitude. Oh my goodness! I oh. wish you would rise, Eric, and rise the scores, you negative prick. To the you occasion. negative prick. No, we're going to go to the last book that we're going to talk oh. to Reggie about, and I believe I'll probably be the lowest as I have been. Uh, oh, you negative no, prick. I am with this because I really wanted something out of this. We're talking about plastic man and i I'm, I'm just not getting it i'm just not getting what i wanted out of this book and it's upsetting me it really is uh but go reggie give me your deal plastic man number three by gail simone adriana mello and cage kelly fitzpatrick there's nothing more that i want to do than take your hand and stretch with you let's stretch let's stretch Let's show the world we can twang long enough to morph into stuff. Elongated man cannot hang. He solves crimes, but Plas gives guff. Don't need a story. Don't need a plot. Just gonna stretch and give everything we got. We got laughter in fits and starts. A bunch of jokes that are mostly about farts now. Stretch your groove thing, stretch your groove thing, come on. Show me how you do it now. Stretch your groove thing, stretch your groove thing, come on. Show me how you do it now. Boom. Yeah, uh, here we go. Plastic Man. Uh, <coughs> is that, is that? Pizzas and herbs? Uh, actually, is what is uh, that? Shake Your Groove thing? Actually, I don't know. Offhand. I don't know that it's Peaches and Herb, though. Uh, it's no Reunited, I'll tell you that. Uh, no, no. It's not La Chic either, I don't think. I'll have to look while we're talking about this. Because you, you and Eric uh, usually have more to say about this book. And it will continue that way because I really am not having fun with it. I'm not having well, any I, fun at all with this book. and. The weirdest part is that you're not having any fun. I, I'm kind of, you know, I'm not even really defending it. I'm just having a little bit more fun than you. But for some reason, whatever it is, it's a monthly scheduled book. It's a normal kind of comic besides for these bi-monthly weirdos that have come around the past couple of years. But I read this book. And somehow I have no idea what happened it is before and what they're trying to reference. <laughs> there you go. Up. I was right. Yeah, I didn't think it was. But yeah, it, it like comes out of nowhere. And when I read it, it's just when I'm done, I'm just done. I'm like, ah, oh, well, there you go. There's nothing in this book that sticks well, with me. This, this murder mystery with, you know, Plastic Man and he got his picture taken and there's Alien Roman. The fuck is that from? We're only on issue three. What, what happened in this book? We start with Silvio again from The Sopranos, and he wants to have his lady uh, be the cabaret singer. She's mm-hmm. she's hot. He, obviously, he wants to you know do what she wants so he can get what he wants. And you know it's a classic kind of a uh, a mob thing here with it. But really, it does nothing for me. It's just a setup to try to make her into a either. You know, a, a woman plastic man by the end, or possibly at the very, very end. Yeah, yeah but, know, but, well, we two. see that she's useless. She's yeah. useless to him otherwise. And with this, she can't get a job. I love she can't sing, Reggie. I yeah. love Gail Simone. I, I think Gail Simone's great. I, I really I do. To marry her if you this, love her so much. This issue because I'm already married and I'm not Mormon, Reggie. And so How is dare she? You? But so How what? How dare you? But with that. 
I there's weird deals where you have this, you know, the lady she's singing. By the end, she may even turn into Harley. And by the after her scene, you go back to a plastic man who's there pretending to be Harley. I mean, there's no reason for it. There's no reason at all for it, except for the fact that that's the tone of this issue. And it just nothing really hit well with me. The jokes didn't they they seemed to never for me. I don't know what it is, uh, because and like Eric said, you have this murder mystery with alien writing on the wall. I just in the whole JLA. Oh my God! I, whatever. Itself, yeah. Abilis? yeah, I just I, and then everything's Wang again. I told you that we were going to have Wang throughout, and mm-hmm. we are. And it's it's way old ever. now. It's way old now. And basically, you have Plastic Man who will tell us all the time he's a piece of shit while he's trying to save a kid because he's not a piece of shit. And there you go. I, I just I really don't. Know what else is going on? I here, mean, that, and that's, it does that's upset me. pretty much you know a hero's redemption it is. story. But that's, again, you know, that's, that's, that's all that we crazy. get, though. But, we get it but every I think, issue. I think as a parent of teenagers, you're too cutting edge, so you really bristle at words like "wang" when she when Plasterman should be taking no balls dares. That well, he Thanks. should take no balls dares, but really, at one point. You gotta lay off. This joke is old. You can't hinge it on that. And really, where you always say, Reggie, the thing that you do like is, you know, the plastic, plastic man's always gonna turn into wacky things. And you do get that, but even those, like, he's a hammer. He's, you know, there he is. He's Harley. That's he's, pretty wacky. Uh, him turning into it's Harley. It's wacky, but it's not fun. And how, that's how does that, how do you turn into a hammer and end up ever to hit somebody? You just fall on the ground. I don't understand things, but they, uh, it just does it. But even then, it's just goofy. But I also like I how just, I'm ver- not having fun. His version of the, uh, uh, Suicide Squad movie, Harley, uh, she's wearing a shirt that says Daddy's Little Accident. I like that. Yeah, that, that's okay. But, uh, you that's know, so okay, Plastic Man. Tell me about the issue. Plastic Talk about the issue because man, I'm just saying tells, my misery. It's telling man bat listen i want to join your crew i don't want to fight I'm, I'm a criminal uh just let let the kid go and we're gonna i'll go down I'll, I'll be a great asset to your team uh but that organization the cabal they're not into it and they speak to him uh, over a time looks like it's supposed to be a computerized voice over a speaker but whatever it is they send out guys with these tasers that for some reason Affect Plastic Man? We don't know why, but that's fine. I don't know. I can see the taser effect. I mean, the whole thing is it's actually yeah, yeah. set up like this it whole thing. Like it's a, This is the whole movie scene. And then, all right, send him out, boys. And then becomes like Arkham Knights with these generic bad guys with the taser rods. I'm like, and then he just has to fight him off. And the weirdest part is, you know, he's trying to protect the kid this entire time. And he thinks he, like, you know, lost the kid because he got tased to the point where he had to let go. But Man Bat, why did Man Bat save the kid? It's never just talked about again. Man Bat, who was part of this cabal, saves the kid. Can you man go plastic, bad, man? Man, man bad wasn't in this to kill no kid, bro. Okay, that's not why man that bad took true. this job, bro. I don't he know took, what man bad took yeah. the job for. He, I don't know he, what the cabal he, is. He took he took the job for bananas and mango. That's what bats like. Uh, that's he what didn't, they he like. That's what he's kill, doing. Uh, and then some coconut slices also sometimes. Well, what what is great though is when he reverts to a man and realizes that he's working for those and really. Gets oh God! Yeah. I think it's just like dark. Just, Damn it, Matt! Mango. Yeah. Why do I keep like, doing work for Mango? Like plastic man, he uses his stretchy power to grab Pato Saskatoon and hold uh, him, her, them uh, aloft, and then he gets shocked. And this is like a moment like you don't really expect to happen to heroes. You know what I mean? Like they're. They're getting that fucked up uh, in the middle of their rescue attempt, you know, like that they could. He thought Pedro Saskatoon might have fell to the water and died, but Mambat did rescue the kids. So, 
We can only be so lucky, yeah. right? Is we gotta, have, we say, gotta have more Pedo, bro. You know what I mean? You gotta have Pedo saying Wang to kill Pedo, bro. And it's butt face, butt face. Then, um, but you know, My Little Pony. Yeah, I like that. I was enjoying that. He yeah. turned into a hammer. We're almost said, done. The yeah, thing yeah I didn't turned into a how hammer. How he does some weird flippy thing with. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's okay. You just that's that suspension of disbelief that I can go with. I, I I'm not going to cause issues like that. But then they go the 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 gals go and talk to the old lady who witnessed the murder. She says indeed that it was you know Plastic Man. She has a picture, but also there's this. It's fuzzy, and also there is alien writing on the you know the floor. So they're like, oh my god, we're going to be able to see who it was. Maybe you did that, and in the meantime, you got you know you got the mobster. Who then Damn takes it. the the mall and it goes over and uh, you know goes to Ace Chemicals and wants to cause a recreation of the Plastic Man deal and even she hey there boss what's going on you you gonna turn yourselves into the Plastic Man yeah something like that baby and then that's how it ends I'm like really I'm although gone. you did you did you like my voice hey there boys Pla- Plastic Man <laughs> dropped uh, Pedo off with some strippers so that's take that's taken yeah, care of. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. That is- hey there, boys. That's also also That's made his face look like a butt to entertain uh, Pedo. So. Yes, I, I, I'm telling you, the Pedo stuff with with Plastic Man, like, sweet. again, to me, it yeah. is. But to me, it does end up being the, hey, look, he's good because he doesn't kick the kid. He saves the kid. It, it is very cliched way to do it, but it is okay. That's the best part of the book because, really, I can't barely follow the story. If if I would tell you that the story is a bit of a stretch, hey, would, would that make sense good, to you? Would that make sense to you <laughs> that I really wanted to snap back and show us what's going on? I want to get to the actual story, and what we're only getting are side parts of of, you know, look at Plastic Man. He thinks he's a piece of crap, but he really isn't. And it just keeps going. And I really want to get to the meat of it. Uh, you know what I mean? It's it's rubbering oh, me the wrong way. I, well, I, I, I'm running I out think, of I think this I think <laughs> this is the meat of it. I mean, I think we're... we're I mean, this story is coming together. All these things are obviously going to come to a head and uh, conflagrate, as they say. But uh, I think yes. looking at, at the book as it is and how, how it's going to be until the very end. But... Uh, it's paced a lot better than a lot of these other six issue arcs so far. Yeah, uh, it still it's has okay. three more issues to go. We'll find out how be- how crappy it gets. But and uh, I don't think it'll get crappy. I'm telling you, I am the most negative on this book of anybody I know. I don't think it's crappy. What what my biggest problem is, it's not giving me a consistent deal where I can grab onto what I thought I was going to get from it, which was just fun. But it's like Gail Simone, and we said this, you know, we said it each issue. This is the third time, but you even said from the first one, like Gail Simone, though maybe some people think, she's more of a violent, right? Like she writes a lot of violence. She writes a lot of pop culture. What do you have here? You even have a Prince reference, Eric, that that I enjoy. Me too. Uh, But with that, yeah, I like that. But with that, I I just, I need to have, I either need to have some more fun 
Or you got to get back to the story of what's going on with this murder mystery. And she is kind of walking this tightrope. I'm not giving you enough of either. Well, now I'm just stuck or in the middle. And that's really what I am. You can always add more well, violence. Uh, more that's of anything. Nice. I'm telling you, go one or the other. Either make it so slapstick funny that I am amazed that you're – and, and really what I see some people and some people that people don't like who hate Gail Simone, which I don't. Yeah. I, I really do like her. She's very pop culture reference heavy. And when she does do that here, I like it. I like some of it. And then she dials it back to be more about the mobster. And then you dial that back to now make a butt face. And then you, it never seems to have a full out direction. If somebody said to me, Oh, do you like this plastic man? Like, well, what's the tone of it? Whatever. It's all over the place. It really is for me. And I, I wish that she just decided like, okay, everybody makes, a plastic man a joke let's leave that aside and we're really going to tell like almost like a noir mob story with him and unfortunately you know it's it's plastic man being framed all that uh, it, that might be the book i want but the other book could be the full out slapstick book and i'm getting uh, it's like almost getting too much of, of nothing i'm getting the worst of both worlds here in my I mind and get, it really upsets me too much nothing it sounds like uh, I, I need a something here. It's what I say. Uh, I, I kind <laughs> of it, it is sort of all over the place. It's in in terms of tone and like kind of events yeah. of the story, but but it's not I, horrible. I mean, there's the some heart to it. it. It really is the Plastic Man stuff I enjoy the most, and uh, luckily yeah. he's the star of the title, so that works. Oh, he is. Well, I have another thing to say, but you give us your. Oh, story. I mean, you could say, but uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I think I did, no, I, I just think this was deal. a little bit down from the last one, but not that much down. I think I gave the last one an eight, and I gave this one a seven point five out of ten. Just looking forward yeah. to more of the ride, but I definitely this is. No. While I think I am more invested than you guys, and that I am remembering more from the last one, this definitely isn't something no. like I was, for example, like with New Superman, where I couldn't wait to read that. Sometimes, like I, yeah. when I saw it yeah, show up, yeah. I was like, oh, I got it. Or at one point, you know, Batman, even, you know, whatever comics you like, you want to huh. jump on it. I don't really feel that way about this one, but I'm I'm having a good time, and I hope I continue to all the way to the end. Yeah, I, I'm going to give it a six. I'm going to be positive. I like the art. I, yeah. I do like the art. Now, uh, where I was saying, like, the tone and where I uh, – Eric brought it up, and I, I fully agree. You have Man Bat in this just to be here. He's He's almost like that thing that we say, like, he's the prop – to continue the wackiness of a plastic man and when you get the uh, like the overall story to me i i really don't see it coming together as much because it's just one scene after the other set up for plastic man to do this and then plastic man do that and i know he's the star or whatever but you you need in my mind you need a progression where you have pedo which i like we said it is very it's yeah, touching my favorite you part have, that's issue. the heart of the book but then when he doesn't need pedo to be around he just drops them off the strippers, and it's not. It's just like there, and that now we might see Pedro for half an issue. And now you you want to have this whole deal of this woman, plastic woman, that will probably end up happening, and so you just throw this lady out of nowhere, and she's just there to be the one to end up doing this. Everything is just thrown at you for the next scene like it's not set up in something that appears to me of a natural story it's you see somebody show up and you can almost say like okay he's there because plastic man will be able to you know be uh you know the foil to that and then when they're done disappear like we may not see man bad again he might just be gone we, we probably will see him because of the cabal thing but that might even be wiped off 
And then we'll just move on to the next wacky scene, and it's just not hitting. But uh, yeah, I'll give it a six as a positive. I can go as low as a five-five, but I do like the art. What about? I give this issue a six as well, and that's mostly probably because of me. I like the tone of the book, and I really like the whole, like I said before, the sweetness of Pato and you know Plastic Man. I really think that's the heart of the book. But between this mystery of the JLA killer, I, the the lady who I believe works for Argus, who wants to take down the Cabal, and just you know, uh, yeah. you know, Plastic Man being one for murder, all this other stuff, again. Yeah. and the Cabal itself, and all, like you know sammy and his goons i'm like there's so much going on here i don't know if that's the problem but i can't follow this book month to month because i don't remember anything that went down or anything that they reference each time we get into an issue i'm like you know i'm pretty good at reading comic books it's something i've you know i i, I like to pride oh. myself on is the ability to read these really? picture how, how, how long have you been reading them eric how most of my been? life most oh, of my okay. life right. most of his life bro. Yep. But it's no. just, it bothers me not. when I get into a book and for some reason I can't follow it. I'm like, this should not be happening, especially for a character like Plastic Man where it should be just a silly and I can't follow the plot of a silly book. But maybe that's just on me though, but I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt maybe you're for the stupid. 6 out of 10 because I do like the tone of the book and I like the art. All right. Well, there's that. That wasn't well, so bad. We you actually... made it sound like it was gonna, you were going to trash the thing. It wasn't. You weren't. That's oh and, uh, no! Well, well, I, like, I while know. this is going on, I see in the Slack chat that Robert Venditti tweeted earlier. Turns out I'm writing Guy Gardner for something coming up soon. No spoilers, but Guy hasn't got rid of me yet. Love. Bring back Guy on Red Lantern. Bring back Charles Soule to write it. The end. Uh, that's what I want. Yep. I want that. Uh, there you go. You know what? He's a Draculus! But now, we're gonna go now to actually some mail, and then come back with you and Chris doing two books. You That's right. Have two coming up. You have the Sandman Universe and the Eternity Girl, or Eternity Woman. Eternity, 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 Eternity Girl, number six, the Okay, final. I thought she had all grown oh, up. Shame. I always think of Shade, the Changing Woman. Eternity so. Girl. Yeah. So I'll be doing that and probably a couple other things, but we'll be back with those. Yo, it's mail call. It is mail with Eric. It's mail with Eric indeed. There he is. Ooh-wee. Mail section number three is starting with Damien. Eric. Ooh-wee says, shit, dog. Shit boy. boy. It's the Royal Joker back here. And he says, insert Jim's best Joker laugh impression if he wants to try. Or shit, I can even send in a crazy laugh sometime or just rant and rave laughter. I'm not supposed to. Do you have a Joker impression? I do not. I, I don't have any such Have thing. you been holding out on me for 188 episodes? Yeah, actually, I, I will try. I will give it my best attempt. Oh, it's going to be embarrassing. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. My my girlfriend bought it for me. <laughs> I knew that would get you. That's how you know. Uh, he says, just happy, just happy, happy fun time over here. Holy shit, I read uh, Attorney Girl number six, and I may check out some of this young animal stuff as it ends. It's over. Yeah. It's I over, Johnny. I get into something. It's right at the end tail of it. 
Yeah, really. Entail, like, tail end. What's wrong? The entail. It is. Yeah. It is an entail of sorts, Eric. And you, seems trippy and throws you for a loop if you're mixing it with the reefer. Lols, Eric. Not on you my know, watch. You know about them, Power Rangers Transformers, right? Are they quadruple yes. changers? I had such a great Transformers collection when I was a kid, but goddammit, my drunken ass of a stepfather who raised me took all the Transformers away during one of his take the kids' favorite toys as punishment moments. I hate that guy so much, but not really because it's no good to hate. I'm past it, yo. And I, I don't I don't know that it's that great to be past it. I like to hold on to my hate, and I hold on and so t- I, my I cold, dead well hands. Too. Yeah, I'm telling you, it actually keeps me honest, and it keeps me knowing that there are awful people in this world, and I can appreciate the good There's ones. a guy back in 2001 who said something like, talk shit on me to my girlfriend at the time, yeah. and I still think about him from time to time where I just want to punch him in the face now, 17 now, years later. Uh, do you want – is this a one-up uh, thing? Because I know of two girls that lived across the street from me uh, when I was, I believe, seven years old, and they asked me to be in the uh, church chorus with them. They took me to the chorus, and the thing – I told you this. They start off with, a, you have to sing these things, and I, I never would sing. I was all embarrassed, and the, it's, uh, who is the guy in the red shirt? Like It mm-hmm. would go around, and then you're like – I am the guy in the red shirt. And when I did, my voice cracked, and they all laughed at me, and I hated them since. And I heard that their mother died, and I was glad. That's I told my kids a right, story right. the other day. Right. If, if we're going to one-up things, <laughs> oh, I can one-up at this point because it's around seven years old again. So there's okay. nothing going I'm going to start name-dropping if that's T.J. Lalina, all okay. right? This kid I went These to were like, Alicia and Missy Lindemuth okay, were the girls you're, you're that I hated. Throw, this guy, he like, you know – he there was nothing special. He wasn't like thin or very popular, but he used to go around, Hey Eric, Jenny's calling, Jenny Craig. Yeah. And then he'd start laughing. And the one thing is, my soccer team at that point, it like I missed one game. I'm not saying that I was a great soccer player. I missed one game because I had to go to my cousin's um what is it? Uh, <laughs> baptism, right? Okay. Yeah. And that, that one game that I missed happened to be the team he was on that we were playing. Yeah. And that's the one game that season that we lost. Oh, and we really? came in second place. They came in first place. And he's like, "Oh, you were there, man." I like, and he just he he pushed my buttons every chance he could. And to this day, I cyberstalk him every now and again just to see what he's doing. Just to see that his well, I'll try to one up you one. There was this lady and a guy hey. when I uh, and they actually they gave me this gift once, and I I have hated them ever since. These were my mom and dad giving birth. Eric, there you go. I one up you. The gift of life. <laughs> they gave me the gift of life. But was it a gift or was it? A curse. And the problem is, they didn't give me a receipt with it. No, they, they didn't. I couldn't return it. Also, they gave me this shit. They gave me this fucking brain. They also cares about nothing at all and, and has to Every you know, morning when itself. I take a shower, I think about all the stupid things that I've done in my life, and I hate myself a little bit because of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of can get over that. I, I kind of have a little serial killer in me that I can kind of wipe those things clear. I well, remember I wish... something that I said to a science teacher in the third grade mm. that everybody oh. laughed at, like, you know, because there was no reason for me to say it. It was just out how of about, nowhere, and it still embarrassed me about to this, this? day. Uh, this is an embarrassment for Tanya because I told you also a story. Now, it's not that far back, but it is 10th grade, and I had a teacher who was talking to another teacher both on the sides of the door as right. class was – you had to get into class. Yeah. I between them to get in the class and the teacher called me out and said that is rude you never walk between two people talking you have to say excuse me and i just sat there right so i went we actually remember that whole uh church 
big buffet thing that we went to oh, a yeah. couple years ago. He Are you was, talking about Mr. Anderson? Oh, Mr. Anderson. And I, I called oh, him. Jerk. I called him on it that night. We were there. And I said, by the way, you know, uh, Jim, you know, by we the had way, a class. 20 years ago. And I said, hey, when, when I was, I graduated this year or whatever, I'm in 10th grade, you got mad at me and told me that it was rude to walk between two people who are talking and actually really embarrassed me in front of everybody. And the fact was, you were talking to the other teacher. You were both on sides of the door that we had to walk through. I think that was bullshit. And then he just said, Who's uh, being rude now, he, he walked away. And I'm like, you get back here, you 90-year-old man. Right get that walker back here. I'm going to kill you. I was so angry. I'm still angry at that guy. I hate that guy because of that. Also, we were in the class. It was Earth Space Science. Yeah. And we were talking about the space shuttle. They asked the question, hey, uh, what do you think the space shuttle will be made of? Because it has to be light to go into space. And the guy said tinfoil. And I laughed and got kicked out of class. And I'm like, really? <laughs> really stupid? I got yelled at and got kicked out. I, I hated that guy. Yeah, I, I called him out on it. He's like 90 now. He, yeah. he, lo he looks pathetic. He said, who's talking? You can't even stand between doors now, buddy. <laughs> so angry. <laughs> and oh, Tony was so yes. embarrassed. Hey. And uh, the other thing that was great, I only had him for that class, and he hated yeah. me, but he didn't remember me. He remembered Tanya, was talking to Tanya before then, and then I come swooping in, Here pissed off. And then I ate a bunch of food, went home, kind of got hungry gave again. Gave them we my went email back, address. Gave home. Eric the email address. Well, I wish I could be drunk enough to be past that comic, Eternity Girl. I read the finale, and I was like, what? Why did I tell Jim I was reading all of the books this week? I thought he liked that, he said earlier. Yeah. But, oh, apparently it's my job uh, to know, like a Mario, to be a funny I might be king one day, and you never know. I just got to find a crown or something in a cannon like that really good Ernest movie. You guys know what the one is called. He's like riding a cannon around being Ernest. Classic. Ernest Goes to the Army? That probably was it. You're a big Ernest fan. It's funny. He's saying it as if it was like, you love Ernest. <laughs> we, I brought Jim Vardy up. We had a whole day that yeah, we talked about Jim Vardy. It was a whole day of Jim Vardy. Yep. And uh, Catwoman gets a four out of ten for confusing me with all the cats, and I don't know what the book's trying to be either. A sad cat. I was at a uh, what I said was at that flea market earlier today. Yeah, in the back. background of that, you know, you know <laughs> that like um that that video game store that's in the back of things that Ethan always goes to. Yeah, yeah, I hate that place. That guy's yeah, a jerk. Did he have a stupid hat on? Did he have a stupid fucking oh, I did, hat? I didn't think Ernest what he was yeah, wearing. I just know that Ernest that was playing. One of the Ernest movies was playing on the TV yeah. while I was in there. You hear me, Vern? Is that what he said? He yelled down. No, no, that's not yeah. what he says. You know what I mean, Vern? You, know, you got me there, Vern. You, you, we straight there, buddy. Is that what he says? And then Vern's like, listen, I'm just standing on the other side of this fence so you can't hear me or see me here, you know? And then, like, and Ernest, then, when the camera's not rolling, you got to stop smoking. It's uh, not gonna, you're going to come to a bad end because yeah, of it. Calm down, yeah, Ernest. I was, I was making a joke, Eric. You didn't even deal with it. I was, I was making a, a bad reference that I didn't know who Vern was. But Damien's like next. Damien is next, Eric. He's not just now. He's next. Oh, my God. Can you guys explain what the heck was going on at the end of Red Hood and the Outlaws? Number 25. Why is there an old lady reading comics in a bottle that is old mock gun that is the setup it ends up being jason's grandmother but it was before that is the lady who when jason was in a boy's home uh before he was obviously robin uh she was the one who took no, care that's of why he abuse. was robin well, yeah. as well because he was kind of undercover at that, that point true. like you know to try to take down that Ma gun true, and her yeah. little cro crooked kids but yeah uh, he ended up that ends up being his grandmother and it, it all wrapped around yeah. she's in a bottle because of bizarro i only read that issue lol so i had no idea what was going on thought the batman moment was fine jason's story is weird like overall, this reminds me, I got to get to read more comics with Damian Wayne in it. Four out of ten. 
I love Damien. I saw somebody today where they announced, you know, these six people might die and one isn't Damien. One cyborg, which is crazy. Why is cyborg? Why is he all of a sudden off in the sanctuary? But uh, you Because have... he's wrestling with the idea that he's more man than machine. I mean, well, more yeah, machine I than magic. Hasn't he done that all along? That is true. That's uh, all he is. I actually got the idea that maybe one of these people will die, not in this initial deal, but in the investigation that follows. I don't know. But uh, you have somebody. I, don't I care. wish it was Damien Wayne. I hate that jerk. And then I, I actually got involved Block. and said, yeah, I'm like, you're going to the morgue. You better watch it, buddy. No, I said, uh, well, how much of Damien have you read? Uh, did you read Batman and Robin? Tomasi's Batman and Robin, the new 52. What? That wasn't Damien Wayne. That was Tim Drake. I'm like, and this conversation's out. Block you. Block. Off to the morgue with your ass. I'm telling you, I got a, I got an itchy blocking finger today. Now, I, this was actually on the – it was weird too because it was on Newsarama's site and somehow right. I blocked him anyway. I, I have a lot of power lately. <laughs> I kind of – but I'm like really you're there to spout off and you don't know what you – at least learn that something. Called, that's called the internet, Jim. Learn something though. I mean if, you, if you're going to – and it wasn't even an argument. The guy just was like this pronouncement and then when you try to engage him in a conversation because I wanted to try to say maybe if you just jumped on a rebirth, you're not getting the full – Damien, you know, you, it, maybe yeah. you would like him, and what you're getting now. I didn't like Damien Wayne before the new Fifty Two Batman yeah. Rob book, but it's Tomasi's work on the character that yeah. really made me come around. And I, yeah. And, uh, yeah, not even that. Even what we had in Batman Incorporated, all these things in the new yeah, Fifty Two turned me around and made me love Damien Wayne. And, and the problem is, there's a couple different people. There, there's you know, there's obviously people are people, Eric, as De- a Depeche Mode once sang. Uh, but some people read so the Grant Morrison. Some they did. Some people. It's one of their hits, Eric. Why wouldn't they? Some people have read the Grant Morrison Batman and Robin and didn't yeah. like Damien them when you weren't supposed to really like him. That was the concept of him coming around and all that. And so when Batman and Robin came out in the new 52 they bailed you ended up reading but some people didn't so then rebirth starts again and there are some people that i've read where they completely skipped all that batman and robin well if you have read the batman and robin by tomasi in the new 52 a lot of times then that you'll be as angry at rebirth but for a different reason you're not angry because you hate damien you're angry because they've reverted him to be hateful again and to have people hate when it's not like that but super sons with tomasi eventually got around to the Damien that we've been waiting for, but it took forever. It really was this cliche of Damien where, you know, they only knew three things, and eventually Tomasi got back to once he could be friends with John, then you really get the real Damien, which I love. Uh, he says, I kind of want to go back to the beginning, Red Hood worth reading. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's one, one of the, of the best better books, books in yeah. Rebirth, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, that might be the tallest midget of the circus at points, but I, I agree. And the art is always great, so you can and at I'm least. Always, I'm telling you, there was some weird parts in the middle I, of the I got bored with it. I've always liked the Red Hood. And the oh yeah, actually, book. actually, it's funny how much people didn't like like Red Hood and Arsenal and the Outlaws book in the New Fifty Two. I'm actually still at the point where I don't know that I like this one better. I actually like the goofy – and also I I have to admit when we were doing that and reading it and reviewing it and stuff and me and you were enjoying it, kind of did seem like our book, right? We were the only ones. We were like the defenders of that book, so I I kind of have a soft spot for it. Like that and uh, Catwoman by Anne Nocentier. So I got to the comic store right, and who would have thunk the Sandman variants would be gorgeous, he said sarcastically. I had to get the Jill Thompson one for myself. I guess they're great as the tiny endless – just look way too cute. And it's going on my wall. What happened if they had that little Sandman? 
<laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, Damien's talking covers. My girlfriend is getting the David Mack cover. Ooh wee! It's eye candy. The who's David? Is that Mack? the father of Mac Daddy? No, they, Mac he, Daddy no Mac? that's just when they grew up. That is oh. one part of Crisscross, possibly dead. I'm not sure. <laughs> the Detective Comics variant was way too cool. The Batmobile one. Oh, I know what. It's that. Uh, I think he's talking about the Detective Comics variant, maybe with that Batmobile. Yeah, I maybe. Saw that. I don't, that, that's pretty good. De, okay, it does say the Detective Comics variant was way too cool. The Batmobile on top of the blueprints. Wee oui, wee oui, baguette. I feel French about it. So do I, Eric. Which is pretty good. Oh, yeah, it turns out I'm not buying the new Flash. I've already attained all the Flash I need. You know, he's fast. The well has run dry. Maybe for Barry. Well, at least with the current writer for me. And that's Joshua Williamson. He says that he wants to be on. He's starting to pipe in with that 100-issue nonsense, too. Seems like that, that bug is hit everyone there and i don't know that he should it's really it's kind of stale right even with new things it it just everything always reverts back to barry being you know what was me you know and all then i just read plastic man one to three and it's real fun to read but i don't think i know where it's going it's trying to be serious but the comedy seems to be a flaw in the story i'll be reading about murder and gang violence and then eel is optimus prime or a little poning it up then i go back to the serious stuff and i'm like what is being investigated here is all that happened in three issues as we found out there is a cabal and i agree with them that's my biggest point i i can't get a grip on the feel of that book but you and reggie like it a little more i still like it though trying to be positive over here new villain or i think that guy is gonna just be dead and eel will stumble in making jokes it's gonna be the lady one to three classic get, woman classic woman indeed one to three gets a six out of ten and if when plastic man sees plastic woman if he doesn't end up acting like jim carrey from the mask i will be very very disappointed or at least the wolves in the looney with the heart coming out and stuff. What I if hate. she was acting like that? Well, then I don't go that way, Eric. Oh. I don't know. Time you for like Hawkman. strong ladies, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the strong ladies. I like number one of Hawkman, and I forgot to keep up with it. Now's my chance. That number two was weird going back and fighting himself, and that's a recurring shtick now. I'm still feeling like I'm on an adventure case because it's really dope art. Number three was dope. Fucking T-Rex fight. I'm down. Bunch of bird people. Endless waves. Kick their Neither ass. Is. Hawkman, turn them to the wind. LOL, 7-5. Out of ten, I like him. We'll probably grab the trade if it's good. It's good. I I love it. I, it's yeah. my it's probably my favorite book right now. I want to look at all those variants forever. Oh my god, I'm not doing this again, Jim. I get myself a situation somehow where I feel I'm obligated to do something not mentioned at all. Whoop whoop whoop. I don't know what I'm talking about. Laughter is good, Jim. You got to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight or do more pills. Ah ha ha. I don't dance. I'm not a very good dancer. Uh, if you want to hear my kids laugh, it's when uh, those guilty I, feet don't have no rhythm. They don't. They don't. It's true. They they really don't. But you better wake me up before you go, go, Eric. I, I, no, I when do. I go to dance, I have this crazy little dance. Just like move. last Christmas. And oh uh, yeah, really. <laughs> I gave you my heart, Eric. <laughs> uh, I ended up with the kids. They got that Google fucking home thing, and you can have right. them play uh, beats and stuff. And I started. I was doing this yesterday, uh, where I started. Uh, telling the to drop me a beat and it starts right. doing it and i was doing this dance <laughs> i was doing this crazy dance and they were laughing they were loving it then i ended up doing hockey trivia you can just say oh. you know okay google let's play hockey trivia so they start up and uh I, you get five questions eric mm-hmm. i answered all five correct though it said one was wrong it was not i was right <laughs> 
I proved it, and Logan uh, emailed Google to tell them that they had a wrong answer on there. They had, in hockey, the original four. They said, no, it's the original six, Eric. I bet there's more books I understand now, Jim. It's all nonsense. Life forces and source walls banging me in the head. And that is the end of mail section number three. I like to call it the Damien section. And, yeah, I, it, Logan got so mad because he's like, that's ridiculous. This is a product. How do you? So he sent this email. To Google, we'll see. We're gonna we're gonna try it out in a couple more days. See if they change their mistake, Eric. I was correct. Uh, it's weird though because I'm telling you, you type in hockey the original. It already uh, like fills in the blank for original six. Yeah. But people also ask. Who I know? What were the first four NHL teams? Yeah, yeah, it's weird, but there's the original. It's known I, as I the think original it's, six. I on here because of freaking Google. Yeah, it's it's known as the original six. So, yeah. uh, there you go. But there we're gonna go off and go uh, listen to. We won't be talking to Reggie. Reggie and Chris are gonna be talking about Sandman Universe and Eternity Girl. I think it was, and then we'll yes. be back uh, with some more mail after that. Once in every lifetime, comes a love like this. Oh, I need you, you need me Oh, my darling, can't you see Young ones Darling, we're the young ones The young ones Shouldn't be afraid To live Love There's a song to be sung Cause we may not be the young ones Very long Welcome back to the Young Animal segment on the Weird Science DC Comics.com podcast. My name is Reggie. My name is Chris. And we are coming up on the finish, right? We're coming up on the very finish line of this imprint. Mm-hmm. We have uh, the final issue of Eternity Girl here today by Magdalene Visaggio, Sonny Liu, and Chris Chukri. And again, this is the only one of the Young Animal books that was planned as a six-issue mini right from the outset. So what we're getting is not a compressed change <laughs> story, right? I mean, this, that's a, I think that's an important distinction to make. Yes, there's there's no, sure. this is as it was planned from the get-go. Nothing changed in the middle of uh, production. So this issue opens with a flashback to six months ago, just when Caroline took her administrative leave from Alpha 13, uh, if you remember, because she wigged out and injured somebody in their office break room. They had some argument and you have to see issue number one for those details if you haven't already. Uh, Caroline and her friend Danny are walking along a snowy street, and here we find out that Danny was also on administrative leave for changing somehow, which is the first time we've heard about this, right, Chris? It's good timing, the very last issue I, I to learn it. about that. At least it's the first page of the last issue. Right? We didn't <laughs> find out a little, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't, I only got the bare idea that she even worked for Alpha 13 at one time. Yeah, right? Yeah. But uh, Danny, in general, is much more chipper about her change. She's not Certainly. as fatalistic about it, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah, she's taking it all in stride. Uh, now, back in the present, Caroline is destroying everything. Again, events uh, happen on in several planes of existence, and uh, we'll try to keep this as straight as possible for you. It's one of those things you almost have to see for yeah. it to make sense, because it does... It's, it, it's all together. And even, and even then, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But, you know, that's the best way to do it, yeah. Yes. Uh, now, Caroline tears everything in Alpha 13 apart with her powers, and Director Sloan looks on from an observation room. Caroline is able to grow tendrils from the ground, which have grasped several uh, various agents and the Neverman. It uh, looks like Madam Adam is now manifested in the main dimension as well, so in the, quote, real world, I right. guess. 
Uh, now, this fairly well shocks director Sloan. He thought she Danny, was dead. <laughs> yes, as is the, the body of Madam Adam is back. Uh, now, Danny shows up in the observation room and is similarly shocked. But Madam Adam just looks on smugly and pulls Caroline away. And so Danny grabs an Uzi and runs after them. Yeah, there's a little bank of guns right there, which is nice. He just snatches one up and takes off. <laughs> Uh, now, this is the real visual thing. As she travels, Danny goes through several of her past lives, or they might be other lives in alternate current, dimensions. Yeah, who knows? Uh, with its, or even future lives. It's not really clear. Uh, the way it's expressed are like just a, a rows and rows of panels where it's like the same Danny in different costumes. You have to see it. You have to see it. So, and, and you yeah. see these different ones. Uh, there's Danny as a knight in armor holding a lance. There's a superhero Danny in a yellow suit and red cape. There's a kind of Catwoman Danny in an off-the-shoulder skin-tight suit. A military Danny in fatigues with a scar across her face. you got to collect all of these, I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. A one-eyed Western Danny in a cowboy hat and a Danny in a purple scuba diving suit. And later we see... A futuristic Danny in a mohawk. There's Danny in a, just a T-shirt, uh, and all of these Dannys are echoing each other as our main Danny in a pantsuit uh, speaks aloud. Which I'm not <laughs> sure why she's speaking aloud. Maybe I guess she hearing this cool echo. She wants to keep it going. Of course, that's that's always the allure when you yeah. know, when you're somewhere where you can make an echo. You make that echo. Uh, now, Danny makes it to a long winding staircase and starts to ascend. She can see Madame Adam and Caroline ahead of her. She reaches the top of the staircase. However, the double doors there are locked. Then Crash, the Lord of Chaos, appears, and he produces a key to the Shining Tower. Yeah, just a very convenient arrival of a key. It was like, sure. oh, oh, okay, fine, thank you. Uh, so <laughs> uh, there's another flashback. Danny and Caroline are eating pizza. Caroline's in now in her comfortable, crusty form with talons oh. and, like, you know, blue face. Uh, uh, hold on. Sorry. Uh, Caroline complains she has to form taste bubs uh, to taste food. And uh, though it seems petty, she didn't realize that might be the cause to serve her country. So now in the present, Caroline's destroying everything some more. She's in some kind of crazy orange energy field that's turning things into Kirby dots. And Madam Adam is well pleased with these developments. Danny's determined to talk to her friend. She calls out and asks if Caroline wants to talk and says she's there for her. Then Crash tries the secret power of Kung Fu on Caroline, and uh, it fails. What is this? What uh, is that scene about? I, you know what I mean? I don't I even. Could, I think I, you, I wasn't yeah. sure if, if I should be offended or annoyed. I, I was. Yeah, like, I didn't know if it was I a see? comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really bad. It's like, um, it's like two panels of nothing. Like, why did that even happen? <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's like a seventies throwback. It's just so very bad. weird. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, Madam Adam says that soon Caroline will replace the very pillar of creation. And then she can just tear herself down. Believe it or not, this is when things start getting weird. Now they start getting strange, yeah. <laughs> uh, now infinite realities are converging on Caroline, and she's destroying them one by one. This is represented art artistically through mandalas, which are like, you know, uh, recursive uh, symbols that are symmetrical um, and scattered panels. Again, this is really a visual thing, but uh, we're going to tell you whether or not you should take a look later on. Uh, <laughs> we're back for, to the scene from issue number two, uh, which I think this is how issue two ended, where Caroline jumped off a roof and went supernova. 
I think that was our cliffhanger for two. Yeah, I believe that's. And then, but then the next issue was fine, and we learned later. <laughs> we learned later it's because the Neverman changed reality. You know what I mean? But now we're back to that scene, and just like before, Danny is there on the roof trying to talk Caroline out of committing suicide. But this time, Madam Adam is also hanging around. So Danny turns into her superhero form, or a superhero form of some kind. She has a black suit and like a red cape. And touching Madam Adam, Danny's hand shoots flame right into her. And now Madam Adam is dead, very conveniently. Uh, just boop, the end. Like, what the hell? What has been going on this whole? You know what I mean? Didn't didn't the Lord of Chaos do battle with this woman? But no, and failed. Yeah. A touch, a touch of the old flame finger is all she needed. So, hmm. all right. <laughs> We've got Danny and Caroline. They're now alone in the pillar of creation. Probably, maybe, hopefully, I don't know. Uh, Danny explains that Caroline doesn't have to be such a sad sack. She can actually reinvent herself if she wanted. Uh, She says that she wanted to be a fighter pilot and join the Academy. Then something happened that to uh, preclude that. Uh, something about some guy in the Air Force. Uh, it's not it, clear. It, yeah. Not not entirely clear. Uh, it's just an allusion to we, some. We see like yeah, we see like a bunch of Air Force guys, a picture of them, and it burns. Yeah. Right. Like I, what happened? Something. It, it's, I, a, it's a story we were not privy to, and. Uh, I really don't care about. Uh, <laughs> no, in any case, uh, Danny went to college and remade herself into an agent for Alpha 13. Well, that's nice. So that's yeah. a, great, a beautiful story that we got uh, half told. <laughs> I, I don't even think we got half the story. That's like that's like a <laughs> sliver of a story we got about Danny. So now it's time for Caroline to make a choice, and she chooses not to destroy the universe. Instead, she destroys her personality only her world you see so there is no more caroline and in fact when she gets up from her implosion or whatever uh danny calls her name out and she responds not anymore so uh instead caroline or person that used to be caroline takes off with crash and they make a new universe together one that is populated with giant robots that looks like it's very uh jack kirby inspired which can we can we read about that universe now? I mean, <laughs> it seems a lot more interesting than the shit that we've been reading. Oh, in, Lordy. Uh, yeah, so um, didn't like That's this. That's it. Didn't, that That's was it. the end. That is the end of yeah. the book and the end of the series. Uh, really didn't like this. Really felt heavily ripped off uh, by the fact that the this these huge stakes, the unraveling of all reality, right? The end mm-hmm. of everything. All realities. All reality, exactly. Yeah. Every possibility, everything was going to end, but instead, nah, decided not to flick that switch. <laughs> gonna go, gonna, I went another way with it, that's all. I, I just oh. took it another direction, and it was really, just took any wind in my, I didn't have a lot of wind in my sails to begin with, and sure. it took all the wind out of it. What, what did you think, Chris? I, the one word that keeps coming to my mind is weak. This is just such a weak Weak series. I, I like. What was there even a story this issue? I mean, there, the, the story's been weak all throughout. But did we even get story this issue? Not you know when you're saying it now. No, not really. <laughs> not, I mean, not really. Not. I mean, so think of it this way. It's forget all the of all of the you know uh, spiral staircase and the you know fl- fluttering panels. All it is is Danny chases after Caroline and says, "Don't do the thing." And Caroline doesn't. That's what happens that's, in this issue. The, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I mean off the air we said this this could have been this could have been like an oversized single issue one shot. Yeah. 
with pages to fill still. I yeah. mean, half of it could have been Sonny and Lou doing sketches. Absolutely. And we still would have gotten a story, or whatever this story was. This is, uh, it's just so weak. Um, maybe if this were like a Vertigo series from like the turn of the century that like wasn't promoted in any sort of way and wasn't presented as like the linchpin for a new season of a, of a of an entire imprint, maybe it would be like, oh, okay, it was just a story that happened. But this was... Like the whole Milk Wars thing, she was lurking in the background. Turned this all. I mean, that's why this theater, thing existed right? again. That whole event created this book, and that—that's why I wanted to just reiterate again and again. This was a planned six-issue series. This is the yeah. stuff that the the Kung Fu kick and the fucking magic key. That, that was happen as a one. matter yeah. of of tale convenience. That that was the plan was to have these stupid story conveniences happen at the last second that are like, oh, so there never actually was oh, these threats were never real, or out of the Kung Fu kick, I have no idea what the hell that was about. Uh, like I say, I'm not sure if that was a, a commentary on the 70s. I don't know. I have no idea where that came from, and it had no effect, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter. Uh, in, but it, the whole thing really just uh, left me deflated in the end. You know, like, yeah. I, like I said, it wasn't like we, I, we were so jazzed for this book that I was like, Oh, you let me down, but it still let me down somehow. You know, what yeah. I mean, like you go in with, with bottom of the barrel <laughs> expectations, and it's still disappointed. Um, and no, go ahead. I think we only we only had one issue that didn't have a bait and switch ending because I figured all all of the four middle ones were going to have bait and switches. Yeah, but even the last this issue, it's like we got our finger on the button and it's quivering. We're going to end the universe, yeah. and it's like, nah, nope. And now we're That's not. That's the ending. I know. It's it's <laughs> it's it just oh. took everything out of this whole series. I don't. I mean, I don't think this would be a good series in any era. I think it could be no. condensed into maybe a more concise story, sure. uh, like you say, a, a, a prestige issue of forty pages, something like this, but uh, or thirty-two pages even. But uh, it's uh, it's just not. It's I did not have a good time. Matter of fact, and and I came in kind of high on the score. My reason is. I think in this issue, there was an opportunity for Sonny Lou to really stretch out and draw some pretty yeah. cool things. It's not, it's not, this isn't mind-blowing on the level of, you know, uh, I don't know, J.H. Williams or, you know, Bilson Kevich, but it's it's some cool pages. That's all I got to say. And uh, not worth the cover price, no, but certainly not. Uh, still cool, and I had to give some props to that, and wouldn't mind seeing this artwork on other similar type of Vertigo-ish Fringe titles. Sure. I think I think it could work for certain kinds of stories. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I think this the art fit the story. The story just wasn't very good. That's really it's the problem. True. It's true. Uh, I came in on the site at six out of ten. And you know, you want to know what I really wanted to give it, and it's it's the problem with the fuck you five is I wanted to give it a five. Yeah, uh, but it has that connotation. I do, and I should have come in. We sometimes do this the the four point nine or the five point one. So that's what I should have mm. done. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to say fuck you to this book. So I don't feel that angry at it. It just sure. It just isn't very good, and uh, I feel sorry for those that spent money on all six issues. What What would you give it? You think, Chris? It, it, it's like when like when your father instead of yelling at you, he just tells you he's disappointed. Yeah, exactly. And that's even worse. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> uh, you don't get grounded. You just get the look. And you know, you let him down. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it the five point one. All um, right. Now I'll I'll, I'll lower our uh, our joint average here to uh, <laughs> to better uh, better illustrate what this book is. This is God. I can't think of a reason to read this again. No. I mean, I will never pick this book up again. And I I and I would not recommend it. This is like you see it in a quarter bin. 
leave it there. It's it's not it's not there's nothing here. Yeah, it's it's no, it's, it's not something to be. I wouldn't even run around saying that sucks. I'd just be like, nah, don't even. It's, yeah, it, you can't even, even get wild up about it. It's just like, just you don't need it in your life. It's it's uh, a disappointment, but uh, what are you going to do? That's life and comics are full of disappointments, aren't they, Chris? It's not the first they time. They are, and uh, hopefully next week we will not be as disappointed when we discuss the final issue of Cave Carson has an interstellar eye. That's yeah. number six. That has, that has a chance yeah. of, uh, we've said off the air, we just want a satisfying ending. I don't need... We just a, need one. <laughs> yeah, well, that, I don't need, a, but I don't need a cataclysmic be-all end-all. I don't need every single loose thread ever in Cave Carson wrapped up. Just something that makes me feel like, all right, thumbs yeah, up. We didn't I'm waste glad, our time. I'm glad six months of our lives. to have read this book, but uh, we'll find out. But for example, I'll tell you that Cave Carson is one that you might that that first volume, I, I don't know if I'd ever go nuts, but that's what I would consider getting in trade. But anyway, yeah, sure. That uh, that's a whole other thing. We do have another special comic though here, Chris. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as uh, some of you probably know, or all of you, or many of you may know, uh, we're going to be covering the Sandman Universe line that begins in September. Uh, it's actually coming out through Vertigo, which I didn't know at first. I thought they were going to be their own. Imprint. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't I, even notice that. It's, it's a Vertigo thing, which is fine, okay. with, fine with me. Sure. It doesn't really bother me. But uh, We're staying in the same editorial office, then. I think. Allegedly. I, this, is supposed <laughs> to be, this is supposed to be like the big part of the big new Vertigo reboot that's like, it did combine the editorial powers of DC and uh, Vertigo, which I think meant that a lot of the Vertigo editors don't work there anymore, is why they combine them, <laughs> oh, but... Anyway, so so we're going to be covering that, and then uh, so their first salvo came out uh, this week on uh, uh, the eighth. It was the Sandman Universe number one, and it's by Simon Spurrier, Nalo Hopkinson, Cat Howard, Dan Waters, Bilquis Evely, Dominique Domo Stanton, Tom Fowler, Max Fiumara, Sebastian Fiumara, Matt Lopez, and Jay Lee did one of the ten. Covers. Jay Lee did the main one, quote unquote. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, this one had a lot of covers, boy. I'll tell you what. Sure uh, enough. Which is which is strange, I think. But I, I anyway, I, I could editorialize about <laughs> I, that all day. I, I can't see somebody buying all ten of them. I just I, you know, people people out there, you know, they're crazy, man. They're sad, those sad band fanatics, and uh, it's so many for a Vertigo book. It makes me wonder if it was almost like artists asked to do it, but that seems that's unlikely. possible. That's possible. It's possible, but. They also definitely asked to get paid, so that was, you know, that has <laughs> to be mitigated also. Free. Yeah, so, uh, anyway, whatever it is, though, I'm sure the numbers on Sam and Universe are going to be great, and uh, bless everyone's heart. So, just want to say a note, this recap will be meaningless for many, <laughs> without some familiarity with the Sam and series and its spinoffs. Uh, and we're going to, I'll talk about that more at the end, but that definitely is the major issue with this issue. Yes. Uh, but this comic opens in the heart of the dreaming. Uh, Lucius is working in the library as usual. This library contains all of the unwritten works throughout history. And now Lucian is forgetting certain volumes or perhaps books are disappearing. Mervyn the jack-o'-lantern-headed janitor shows up and tells Lucian there's something outside he ought to see. There's a crack in the dreaming. Cain and Abel show up to complain, and as usual, Cain kills Abel, this time by smashing his face with a mallet, uh, repeatedly in the background, actually. Uh, Eve, of Adam and Eve, is concerned. <laughs> Says, this has never happened before, and she's been around a while, in case you didn't know, Chris. 
She is. Mm, the, I, she's the first lady. Actually, she you looked know. great for her age. Though. She looked pretty good. I have to admit, yeah, yeah she did look really good. Uh, Mervin says that the hippogriff guarding the gate of the dreaming has turned into a dissection diagram. So something is definitely wrong in the dreaming. Okay, is anybody still there? <laughs> <laughs> the Sandman fans are still there. I know that, but maybe no one else. <laughs> no, Daniel is away. So Lucian goes to his sigil and calls him. There's no answer. So Lucian sends the raven Matthew Cable to go find him. Now Matthew can slip between the dreaming and the waking worlds by stowing away in a dream, and then unceremoniously waking up the dreamer of said dream. Now while in some older woman's dream about a lavish party, he runs into Dora. Now this is a new character. Uh, she's got like uh, feathers or wings behind her ears, but she is humanoid. Um, yes. Uh, and maybe maybe those wings are there instead of ears. It's 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 very stylistic. Yeah, so it's, uh, she has hair kind of covering. It's short, but it covers it. We'll find yeah, out more, like I'm sure, floppy, later. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, she doesn't want to wake... She doesn't want to wake this lady up because uh, Dora is enjoying the dreamed food so much. It's all about pancakes. <laughs> um, now, though a dream shouldn't have to eat, suggests Matthew the Raven. He uh, he doesn't think that Dora needs to be eating. No. Uh, also, uh, Dora shouldn't be able to waltz around in people's dreams without Daniel's say-so. Yeah, but Dora says she inhabits dreams because the first dream... The one before Daniel broke a promise. Again, you got to read that Sandman to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, and the promise was she didn't need to be scared anymore, but apparently she did need to be scared, and we will theoretically find out what that was she had to be scared of. Uh, she doesn't seem to know that there is a new Sandman, though, since that happened, that somebody else is in charge of the dreaming. So when Matthew tries to wake the lady again, Dora turns into a hideous, snarling monster and pops them both out of the dream, which is another thing she's not supposed to be able to do. But Matthew doesn't have time for this. He just leaves and goes off to find... He's like, uh, well, I don't know what's going on, but I gotta get out of here. He leaves. He goes to find Daniel. Uh, he hijacks a terrible nightmare being had by... Tim Hunter of London, London, England, and this is the central character to the Books of Magic series. Although reading about it, I heard it was going to be a new Tim Hunter. I don't know what is. It looks identical. He looks younger than than maybe. he was in the nineties. It's true. So maybe. Maybe, maybe yeah. we'll, we'll find out. I mean, the the trappings seem the same, but sure. Uh, so anyway, that's who it is. Having been rudely awakened, Tim rushes off to school, and there he finds his usual teacher has been replaced by a Doctor Rose. This is a short-haired woman in a red scarf. She hands Tim a red book. The pages are all blank. Tim can feel some kind of magic coming off of it, but he just, just shares a regular class book with words in it uh, with his classmate. After class, Dr. Rose says she knows about Tim being a magician and says things will reveal themselves when he, themselves when he is ready. And, and as Tim leaves, we see the previous teacher has been murdered bloodily on his desk. But no one could see this because, you know, magic. Magic's great. Exactly. Now, uh, Matthew the Raven continues his journey. He flies off to New Orleans. That's a high, the, uh, London to New Orleans, boy. That's not a direct flight, I'm and, telling and you what. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> really? Now, when he gets there, he sees a couple. This is Latoya and Maggie, and they're cuddling up. Much to the chagrin of their sisters, maybe? Or I, I, I couldn't tell if they were, if it, maybe it was a boy and a little boy and a little girl. I That's, couldn't tell. It, I, I get the, the impression kids, Habibi yeah. is a sister. We're not sure about the other, but I would guess yeah. I would guess that she is. Yeah, so we got Habibi and Lumi are the are the two younger ones here. Uh, now Maggie gives the ki- the kids two bracelets in order to win them over. Habibi hates hers and chucks it right into the water, and it grows in sn- grows in size and actually ensnares an alligator. Yeah. 
Then a Zafdig mermaid grabs the lizard and pulls it ashore, and in doing so, the lizard grows a top hat. Uh, this is almost like a dream a four-year-old had, like, retold or something. But uh, Fever? Oh, was it during a fever? Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> uh, the woman walks ashore. Now she's dressed and has legs. Uh, the alligator turns into a man, kind of like a man lizard, sort of, sort of like certain versions of Killer Croc, quite frankly. Yeah. Uh, he recognizes the woman as, as Ruli, and this is a type of spirit in voodoo culture. Uh, did not do a ton of more research into it than that, but that should be good enough for now. Yeah, uh, we'll meet her sooner. And I, we'll I, meet more about her. I, later, I think, yeah. yeah, I think she's going to become a uh, regular character. So she pulls the chain from him, and the man bemoans being lured in by shiny things, and then he introduces himself as Uncle Monday, the Alligator King. And this is actually also a real legend stemming from the Seminole tribe of the Florida area that was also picked up later by uh, Haitians and Cajuns and whatever. Creole folk that live in the area So uh, they talk for a bit Then we return to Maggie LaToya and the kids And find out that LaToya's dad is gay as well Hey, well sure, why not Uh, And then Habibi tells Maggie She isn't automatically her sister And then the scene pretty much just ends right there (laughs) Now, back with Matthew He continues his search for Daniel And he heads over to the Lux Club Which was once owned and operated by Lucifer And it's in a pretty bad state of repair right now Uh, Now inside, Matthew finds that the place is a total wreck Inside Lux is also another raven that talks But this one is uh, dead and uh, reanimated Zombie raven, sure, yeah (laughs) Not as as healthy as our uh, our Matthew (laughs) Uh, Now he says that Lucifer lured all these ravens to the club And then killed him Killed them, all the ravens Uh, And (laughs) now Lucifer shows up holding a dead, bloodied raven uh, apparently, this is all some scheme to get out from under the thumb of his father. Yeah, I think that's supposed to be God in this case. I think so, I yeah. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> now, he's going to do this by walking the same mortal path that he did. Uh, now, Lucifer reveals that he, too, has a son. And Lucifer wants to introduce this son to his mother. But we don't really ever find out who that is. I assume that will be part of that book story, whatever it is. So Lucifer allows a clever living raven to take off, just a totally different one. Uh, There's some sort of back and forth, and he's like, you know, he makes makes Lucifer laugh, so he lets him go. But before he can escape, some homunculus-looking bald dude grabs him and eats him whole. Mm -hmm. We never really see that guy's face. I have no idea who that is at all. He has the same word balloon as the dead raven, but I don't know what that means. Uh, Mm. So then Matthew takes off, or if it means anything, Matthew then takes (laughs) off with the undead raven, and some eyeless guy digging endless graves looks into the sky at them. Uh, I don't know what happened to that dead raven, because later Matthew heads to a city where he senses Daniel but can't find him. We see Daniel's there magically expelling raindrops, so I guess Matthew just sort of missed him. Uh, we do find out later, back in the dreaming, Matthew finds the situation has escalated. Escalated, the whole place is coming apart. And Lucian tells him that he did find Daniel, but avoided him because Daniel made him forget. And somehow Matthew seems to know that. I guess that's like a thing. When you're the Lord of the Dreaming, you're a pretty powerful dude, I guess. You can just sure. make it happen. So then Lucian reveals that Daniel's sigil is broken and on the floor. So it looks like Daniel has quit being Sandman. Mm-hmm. What will happen next, folks? So, uh, yeah, if you listen to that and you were like, what? What are you talking about, sir? <laughs> Sirs, have you lost leave of your senses? Uh, it's because you didn't read any of those other books, and that's fine. And that's why this was virtually impenetrable, I think, to those that aren't. Sure. I wouldn't even say a little bit familiar, because I think you have to be 
pretty familiar with all this stuff. All these, there's a huge world here, and they're referencing a lot of it. Uh, Certainly. And without backstory. Now, Chris, you have not read all of the Sandman series. I'm not trying to put you on the spot here. No, no, I, I've I'm, I've read some, not much, so I'm in that same boat you just right. mentioned here. Uh, I, I, I never read Lucifer. I uh, I read uh, a little bit of Books of Magic, but that, that really that really was something different than Sandman back then. It was, you yeah. know, It was just something, it was its own thing. Yeah. And then uh, I read uh, bits and blurbs of the Sandman series, but most of it was when it was still DC, you know, he hadn't gone vertigo yet. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this, this was, uh, this was tough. Um, yeah, it was, you know, it was gorgeous. Uh, a lot yes. of, a lot of the art was fantastic. Um, I, I, you I, know, the, the one thing I liked about the art is that it hmm. was all these different artists, but it was the, the, it wasn't it, jarring. It wasn't jarring. And it's not, yeah. it's not, I don't know if they're trying to achieve a house style, but there definitely was a stylistic sense that was, consistent throughout the whole thing and I, I like that a lot and like some of these pages yeah. were very lavish very nice oh sure yeah very 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 nice for a jam book you know where you usually it's like you go from like a, a manga style <laughs> to a to a heavy realistic style yeah. to like stick figures you, you know, got you got one a artist two b artists and yeah. three three d and e artists you know that there you of, go <laughs> yeah. but yeah, this was all for for a jam book it was it flowed so sure. so very well um but the stories were a little bit, you know, impenetrable. I, I think, uh, I, and I'm not a guy who wants, a, who wants like a big expositional bit, you know. Uh, but I, I'm also big on continuity, so you know, give me a little bit. You yeah. know, if you have a number one on the cover of a book, especially from a series that's been gone for 20 years now. I mean, we had the Overture mini series a couple of years ago. But, yeah, uh, but that, that was even more. If you you know, that's not the place to start either. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. That was even more <laughs> of like a, a precious you know, Sandman fans book and stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's all that in the way it could have been told, and that, that's why I was very curious to know your point of view because I wanted sure. to know if at least was enticing to a new reader. I wonder if uh, new uh, how many people that have never read Sandman are going to try this book, and no I, doubt. The, yeah, like, but there, you know, there was something like, like I was intrigued. The new thing for me, for example, was the character Dora. I found yes. her, I found her very interesting. I was like, I, def, I definitely want to see what she's about. Why does she have this ability? Why is she so? You know, there was a lot of questions and uh, enough for me to want to know. Whereas on the other hand, Lucifer, it was like, all right, something about he did, he he he's doing a ritual with ravens. I think to get. I was just unclear what was happening, and yeah. so there wasn't enough for me to say. What's next? Like, okay, he's got a son and he's got to meet his mother, but it, that was just things he was saying. You understand? You know what I mean? There wasn't yeah. enough there for me to be like, that is awesome. Like, what? Like, if we found out his son was like a, a tentacle monster, you know what I mean? Like, then I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, there I was just, no hook. I just yeah. don't. Know, I don't know what what it is. Like, well, okay, who's your son? Is he <laughs> is he somebody I should know? Is this interesting? You know, is it Superman? I don't know. So, um, yeah, the, that that was a problem. Yeah, the uh, the Dora bits were were cool because because uh, she's like almost she's like an altruist in a way, but and she's also kind of going against what 
you know, she's supposed to be doing as an endless. If yes. she is, in fact, part of the endless, or some, her, some sort of a dreaming cat. Yeah, she's in there. Yeah, yeah, an entity of some sort. But like her whole thing was like she didn't want to wake this woman up because she had throat cancer and she wanted her to be able to eat the pancakes. Right. You know, because that was what her dream was. So it's like it's altruistic, and but still going against what she's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was a neat little uh, neat little gimmick, and definitely look forward to reading more about her. Um, and then the uh, the books of magic stuff was interesting. That was the Timothy cool Hunter too. stuff yep. was cool. Um, the rest of it, I, I could I could give or take. Uh, the the alligator king or whatever, he, eh, you know what yeah. it, it is what it is. And and Lucifer, that was just that was so the, many words saying nothing. The alligator king and his ruly one was the most flat, and the yeah. Lucifer was the most impenetrable. Uh, yeah, that would be what. But the other two stories were good, and the framing thing was fine. As a matter, yeah, of, as a matter of fact, I thought that did a pretty good job of explaining what the dreaming is to someone that might not know that it's a realm that's magical. You know what I mean? Like this is, oh, you know, yeah. we're, we're just trying to give you the, uh, you know, the the hit points here, and I think that was was uh, well done. And oh, oh, and I'm sure for folks who are really into the Sandman mythos to see the endless, see the the you know the dreaming, and you have Cain and Abel there. I, yeah. I, I bet that tickled so many longtime oh, fans. It that got must me, have just been great. It got me jazzed to the absolutely. Even seeing Lucy and all those guys, I was sure. like, oh, these is like my my buddies coming back. And, and like uh, the, the the big Sandman gas mask looking thing that was in the frame. I mean that right. that, that that you know that popped me, and and, I, and I'm just a tangential reader of but it. You, but you know. That's like his symbol, you know. Yeah, yeah that's his yeah. Like, his sigil, his mask. And then when that was broken, that was obviously symbolic for he's, for he's the quit future. The, yeah, quit the thing. I liked also like, the the use of the characters, the Alligator King and uh, Azruli, because that is a Sandman trapping that like demigods and spirits take from lore. Real. Yeah, it's all from real lore. All mythology is actually real. So that felt, even though I didn't know that particular mythology, I did have to look that up. It felt comfortable. It felt like something that would happen in a Sandman book. So, absolutely. Even though, like I said, that story was flat. It, I did. I didn't. I really neither liked nor disliked it. I was like, uh, okay. And especially yeah, that, can't that, get mad at it. that yeah. scene with the sisters. I was like, okay. I, will are these? <laughs> do I have to remember them? Like, if if I do, <laughs> do then that's cool. The memory, yes. Are we going to follow them? I, I I don't know if we'll ever see them again. But you know, I guess that's that's what we'll find out. Now, I am a Sandman fan. I've read. Uh, all of Sandman. Uh, only thing I actually haven't read all of, and I am now just getting through his books of magic. But I read High Price of Dying and all the other, you know, the uh, uh, sure. Lucifer. So this was truly like a homecoming for me. I mean, there was so many little uh, nuts and nuggets, and even in the Lucifer story that was impenetrable to see him and the way he talks and like the pompous, crappy way, even the lettering. It just really did bring me back to that character. So. I was happy as a pig and shit with this one, frankly, Chris. <laughs> uh, also, the strong visuals. You know, one thing about the Sandman yeah. series, anyone will tell you, is that it's, a, uh, it's well, I don't know if everyone will tell you it's a really well-written series, but they will all tell you that it's a really uneven artistic series. It's, but there were a few artists over time. As it got more popular, it seemed to accrue better artists. Funny how that yeah. happens, right, Chris? <laughs> uh, so it doesn't have a consistent look. If this is going to be the look of the new Sandman stuff, Boy, it's going to be looking good. Wait for a treat, yeah. Um, so I ended up giving it a, a 9 out of 10, but with a big caveat I wrote all throughout my review and even in the blurb, that's for Sandman fans. Sure. Uh, if, and uh, what, 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 what did you tell me where you would come in as a, uh, not as a red, well-read Sandman guy? I would, 
I'd come in. Uh, I'd come in between a seven point five and an eight, uh, leaning more towards eight because uh, I really think that if you're launching a new universe, uh, even if it is a love letter to the fans, yeah. You, you, I mean, the, the big thing is gatekeepers. Everybody's talking about gatekeepers, and, and this is something that is really keeping a lot of people out because there's just so much prerequisite reading. Yeah. To uh, to fully you know to fully embrace it. I mean, there's what a there's ten trades of Sandman. Oh, There's God, like yeah. two different series of Lucifer. Yeah, it's There's just two so volumes much. of Lucifer, and I mean, then yeah. like the spinoffs. You, you could. This is a lot of reading to do if you want to get it all in there. Absolutely. So absolutely. it's definitely a tough nut to crack. It just maybe could have been craft. You know, it's pretty well crafted as it is. I could have maybe sure. been crafted a little better for the new reader. Uh, Even throw a text page in the front, and I usually hate text pages, but if you give us a text page just saying, okay, this is where we started, Well, here's, go. A, here's a case where you could make it look like, uh, you know, the beginning of a fairy tale, you know what I mean? Like, sure. You know, like a, in a, Once upon a time. You know, long ago and far away, yeah. da, 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 but, uh, you know, this is this is a tough one. Like I say, it's 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 a lot of books to read. Very and, lorry. And it's yeah. definitely one of these things where, you know, when you love something too much, you don't know how to stop talking about it. Like, it's it's tough to know where to make the cuts. In in the story sure. to be like to make it concise because you want you want, you eventually want to say the whole thing. Uh, yeah, definitely sure. strongly recommend anyone out there, especially if you're interested in like the basically non superhero comics. Uh, you know, mythology. Give it a look. It's a it's a good summer read. You know, to to mm-hmm. to peel through those trades uh, and they do get even better as they go along. And uh, but that is for you and your wallet to decide if you want to do that. Uh, but I, I got to say that I think I, I was thinking, and it's impossible to do. I would probably be somewhere around, like you say, seven point five, because for a trying to look at it as a new reader that I'm not sure. <laughs> but but if, but if I just opened it up, not no, I'd be like, damn, this thing looks good. And I would have been definitely pulled in by some of the concepts and turned off by others. So it, it's it, what a five or a six dollar book. That might be the big issue, but it is oversized and sure. Uh, I think it is a six dollar book though. Yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> so uh, we don't have anything next week for the Sandman Universe. No, we, we don't. <laughs> we do have a book coming up. Uh, that one is going yeah. to be House of Whispers, and that comes out. Just about a month from now, on September the 12th. Yep. And that will be when we are totally done with Young Animal. I think by then we'll also have wrapped up our post-mortem. Yeah, so, I'm, yeah uh, I'm sure. So we will begin a brand new segment on the Weird Science DCComics.com podcast. But because, until Doom Patrol 12 comes out. Until Doom Patrol <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to say that, Chris? <laughs> we can't forget. We almost yeah. got away. We almost got away with it. I feel like if we forget, it's just going to evaporate. Oh. So it's it's kind of like when you when you you don't you don't think about planes flying or else they're going to start falling. If yeah. you don't think about Doom Patrol, it's going to go away. Right. It's the never-ending story. You know, it's it's, it's being it's like a tulpa being created by our by a collective thought. Uh, I mean, I gotta, I got to be honest. Like I said, Chris. I'm not even putting that on my radar, you know. If it plops in my in my on my desk, <laughs> I'll deal with it. But uh, otherwise, <laughs> take it as it comes. Take it, it as doesn't. it doesn't come. As in, in that case, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what artist they put on. I don't think that makes things any speedier. But uh, yeah. so no. you know, a certain gentleman still has to script the damn thing. But uh, <laughs> anyway, and I did see a nice picture of him today holding a. Uh, a different indie comic, so he's out there promoting the comic, <laughs> doing, doing his Good thing. Bless his heart. 
Anyway, uh, we did, the, you know, doing two books here, plus an oversized. We had a little longer than usual. You got anything else for him this week, Chris? I think that'll do it. Till next time, folks, I want you to keep it young and animalistic. Eric, we're here with the last mail section of the night, mail section number four. And is this my favorite mail section of the night? This is be. your favorite. We're going to start with Alyssa. Alyssa says, hey, Jim. Oh, it's not I'm your out. favorite. You don't know me, but I've listened to some of your podcasts with my boyfriend. You don't know me, Alyssa. Damien. And I'm sure that you have heard plenty about me through other emails Damien has given you. Don't worry, I'm not here to send you a lengthy message. I'm sure you have received plenty of those from Damien this week, she says. That will keep you up all hours of the night. She says, if I know my boyfriend, he has something more behind these messages. They are not just messages, they are a test. He had mentioned to me that you had said you would read all, all the mails on your recordings, and this is definitely where it has become a game that you probably didn't even know you were playing. Oh, I know. No. I, 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 I've danced with this game before, as they say. Right, let me say that. And even if you have guessed that he is playing the game or keeping promises of reading, uh, of keeping promises of reading of the mail, you still won't know until you mess up. Then you will know for sure. He will definitely not hold back in letting you know that these promises. Sounds like a healthy right. relationship. He's already told me this. <laughs> At the one point, I accidentally. What happened is. He sent an email, and then uh-huh. I actually did read that email, and I, I sent back a response, and then he sent another email. I believe this is how it went down. I don't want him to get him angry at me, but I think he sent another email, but in that one. So when I read the email and printed it out, I was underneath it, and then another email, and I didn't remember that there was another right. one underneath. So uh, sometimes I do forget. I even had a thing tonight where Ruben had me add an extra bit to his email, and I really was so paranoid I was going to forget that I ended up having to make a whole big note. I actually had two notes on my desk and then one in the just computer. Just with a giant thing. It says Ruben with a question mark, exclamation point. And now it just said Ruben, Ruben. add. That's what I had on. I'm like, yep, Ruben does have ADD. You're right note i know what you're telling me thank you for the reminder no i it actually was in addition to it but the problem is i don't print out the email until the day we do it so i didn't have a way to it was just a it's a screwed up way i do it so what i'm saying is things fall between the cracks many a time and i will proceed to recite said promises that started this game in the first place he is an intelligent guy who for sure knows how to make mischief even in the smallest ways in time you either uh in time you either laugh it off or go completely insane in my case it has been a bit of both she says all in all though he adores everything you and eric do 
Not Eric so much, but he has such a passion for DC Comics and all that surrounds this universe. Hell, he has even gotten me into his shenanigans. We both have been listening to some of the reviews, and it's gotten me into the Jim has problems with his wife podcast. <laughs> Let's just say I can relate. Why does it all lead to that? That's like the one. It's like, you think this is crazy. Where do you see him really lose his mind over on that one? And then I just yell at my wife. I have tried- everybody else realize that their relationships aren't that bad. Yeah, well, that's what it's for. Everything's for something. And yeah, you see that, and uh, there you go though married over 20 years eric i'm not sure the exact number but it's over 20 i'm sure i have dragged on enough and in the spirit of not being a hypocrite i'll end this with saying i love doomsday clock i have an appreciation for sideways and brimstone why why did people have to write and always upset us (laughs) brimstone eric liked the last issue yeah, I, I, I actually, you want to hear? This is the other thing. When I always go back to that stupid iTunes review. There's another thing. I, I can't let that one go either. The, the faux anger or whatever. Just the other day, I was screaming at the top of my lungs at Eric about Brimstone at work because he out of nowhere. I think I really enjoyed that. You know, I like some of the concepts of that issue. I don't need that. I started yelling at him, and then he laughed. And he's a jerk. And lastly, can't wait to go to Damien's on Friday to read the new Sandman comic reboot from Vertigo. Uh, yeah, and you can listen to it on this podcast. Reggie and Chris had already talked about it a little earlier, so you get to re- hear that. And uh, they really liked it. I-, I have not heard anybody say that they didn't like it. And I'm getting a little sniff, Eric, that this is one of those books that nobody's ever going to badmouth no matter or what right doesn't oh, no. it seem yeah, that to you I'm, I'm afraid to read it i mean doesn't it seem like me and you would read and we're like it's okay like a six and then all of a sudden we're getting killed and i want no parts of it i'm we telling get you blocked we nothing. get sent to the morgue yeah. everything's over at that really point. and then it, when i get that they send me to the morgue i send their unsexy self to heaven that's how it works that's the next <laughs> progression but yeah i think that this is one of those books that is beyond any sort of criticism i don't want any parts of it plenty of awesomely nerdy regards from Alyssa, and thank you and i hey, hope Alyssa would be one that as she listened more she realizes that eric is a gem i think that she has realized that right you're a gem eric i hope I, so I, I just i felt bad for you the other day you were telling a story to wrong turn and the girl that works on and i went over to give you a hug and you shoved me away ah eric what are we talking about remember when we were talking about your christmas when you got the board games and oh, i went over right, to right, hug right, you right. So come, over, come over here big guy <laughs> come over give me a hug and then you ran damien you know, like, i, I how this heartbreaking story? That's a real story. It's real. It is real. And I, I went over to hug you. Damien. Hey, good morning, fellas. It's Damien's email. I didn't really uh, announce that very well. Damien says, hey, good morning, fellas. Or whatever time it is, you're probably sick of me by now. I read Detective Comics. No, no, Alyssa filled us in. She filled us yeah. in on your little game, buddy. And I read Detective Comics. Now that's how you write a Batman. Went a little over the line story, but Jesus, that was a real crazy reveal when the dude's mask came off. Yeah, it was. How many crazy, other pro- how many other products like this are there? Is there a wing in Arkham of criminals? Batman literally drove insane. Actually, that's called Arkham. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, that is the the deal. He he creates all of these when he was tweaking Scarecrow's recipe. Yeah, I didn't like that from the beginning. You know, that was just me. LOL, that's nonsense, but it probably happened. No, no, I after, didn't like that either. Yeah, it probably happened after Jason died. Dark Batman, Eric said it earlier. He thinks that as well. And I wish if that was the case, that would have been a really cool tie-in to have that show that there was the other time that Batman was this violent and he did recover. So then you can work off that. And I wish that even Tom King would reference that a little, that he's, you know, Batman's violent. I wish violent. Tim Drake would come back and be the Tim Drake that is the guy that brings Batman back nah, 
Yeah, that's true. And really, are you you kind of waiting for this? And I don't think we're going to get that, especially from Tom King. Um, but. I wish Tom King would reference that, like he could be sitting there. And this is what I always want. When they say Tom King has the humanized Batman, I want to have Batman really act like that and sit down. And, you know, you're there with at the, you know, with uh, what's his name? Alfred, you know, the butler. You're there. And it, what's wrong, sir? And it's like, you know what? I haven't felt this way since since I lost Jason the first time. And, and I almost didn't get over that and have real emotions, not just this. I'm on a jury and I think Batman's a piece of crap. I, I need something more. I need just I need something more. And that fight leading to them escaping. Can you hear? It's a plea for help, Eric. From an explosion looking all badass, it really feels good to get a better Batman story than that King Garbage. LOL, new Patreon show is cool, he says. I don't know which one that is. I would believe it's nope. T-Funks. Uh, that one where the dude is telling a story. Yes, it is. I don't know why, but my main maniac or manic writing to the podcast really brightened my week. That's good. Nine out of ten for Detective. He's high. No. I mean, he's high. <laughs> 10 out of 10 for Jim being Jim. And like a solid 8-5 for Eric. Uh, over there snickering no, in your sense. cellar. The way Jim yells at you sometimes, I was like, what is as Jimothy there is just real crazy? Has an Eric Shea all locked up in a cellar with toys and Stockholm Syndrome? Hello, Reggie's cool really, too. Really, that's all I need. And Reggie gets a 10 out of 10 too, Eric. Ooh-wee, 8.5 for Eric. I don't know. You, you realize that I say this. You're there... Yeah, you might. This would infuriate me. This would bother oh, yeah. me for. I, I remember one time. Well, actually, at the beginning when we started the podcast, and Ben, who we work with at that point, said that the podcast was okay. He liked you, but I was too monotone and didn't have any emotions. Now, now look at me. He set off a goddamn fucking neutron bomb. I was so mad. It canceled. Show over. It was like episode three. I'm done. Yeah. And then, then Reggie, criti- lot, then Reggie criticized the show. Then we're done again. Then my wife fought with him. Then we. I don't know the other people's names. Oh snap! Sideways was pretty good. Cause K Rock is back on art. I like K Rock a lot. The greatest hits of Spider Man still play out as Flash Thompson or just all the kids at Derek's school bully him, might making him be a villain for a moment. The seven soldiers should have brought him to Argus and not wipe everyone else's mind. It would be have been crazy if we saw Derek become a villain somehow. Seven out of ten great art. Frankenstein shows up and it's an all around decent setup issue. Does sideways sell well, Jim? No, it doesn't. It, uh, it'll sell that annual will sell big uh, with Grant Morrison, and then it'll just go back to not selling. Uh, really, none of these books, the fanta- uh, the terrifics, the fantastics, the terrifics is the best seller, and even that's not great. All of them just keep plumbing. It's one of my least favorite. Yeah, that's another one that just kind of hangs out. And you know, you get a story, you hang out. It's Jeff Lemire, and he's way better than that. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what my girlfriend's talking about. I'm not testing you. This is cheaper than therapy and finding my own pills to take. LOL. Plus, I recently had my favorite drug within my vicinity, and it's better to obsess over comics than relapse. Fucking guy, I wish he hadn't told me it's available, Eric. I. It's worse than the smoking voice in my head. All the light up Damien. Anyways, I hope you're not mad, Jim. I'm just having fun this week. Next week's reading is a self-help book, so you won't hear much from me this week. We will see. I believe we will. I I give that male a 6 out of 10, Jim. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) We even heard him how he overcame, uh, you know, an addiction, and he almost relapsed, and he he fought around. My favorite drug uh, is the Whopper. 
Eric, and I, I, I didn't, I, I relapsed last night. <laughs> a- actually, my drug is any I say sort that. of bad I'm a shit. big, I'm, uh, how much I love the Whopper, but I'm become a really big fan of the Double Quarter King. Really? That's, that's your, uh, that's your, uh, burger it's of really choice. really good. I'm telling you, it pairs really nicely when you get a Double Whopper with it. <laughs> It pairs with it, right? A double whopper and a double can. <laughs> Where is the soundboard? God damn you, Ethan. Why the hell did you have to roll that monitor? I still have to get, I still have to get the cord. I have to go, I was going to get it today. And when I went, Tanya had the car. So I didn't get to go get it. So I will get it soon. Uh, then he says, Suicide Squad was a seven out of 10. I'm on board with the story and I'll read Scooby and Michael Cray without need for review. Cause fuck it. I'm done. Whoop whoop. Have a great podcast. Everyone, your royal joker is out. And he is out. And that's the end of the mails for the week. We're going to go up now to a mini section with Josh Vermillion with Vermilion's Visions and Jeremy talking about said Michael Cray. Here's something else you might have missed if you're not part of the Weird Science Patreon. The Patreon-only spotlight featuring the Immortal Man number 5 and Wonder Woman number 52. Yeah, well, Steve Orlando then, so his, his dialogue, we're like, oh, he's kind of, you know, we're not having as much times where we'll read his issues and we'll come on the podcast and read out loud nonsense. We'll be like, okay, the situation's bad, whatever. And then the next issue, his dialogue's awful again, but... The story, you can see something to it, but then he makes a character do something ridiculous. This issue of Wonder Woman, to me, it's this is going full Orlando, and you don't want to go full Orlando. You never want to do that, where the dialogue is god-awful. The situations make no sense, and the references come at you like he is shooting a gun into your face, an Uzi, where he drops an it, and also then he's also yeah, an Uzi <laughs> shooting us in the face. They don't stop that thing, and somehow he thinks he's the socialite who has to drop names because there are so many name drops and drops of place names. Man, God, Mark this, Compass that, is really going to like this, huh, Jim? What, Mark Compass, what, yeah. With no and and people read this garbage. Uh, ten out of ten. Who we? Steve Orlando throws Easter eggs for those. In the know. It doesn't explain like, really, who's it, not in the know. It, yeah, and, and really, I'm saying, if this guy who gives a 10 out of 10 is in the know, believe me, I don't want to be in no. the know. I want to be in the yes, Eric. In well, the yes. I want to know what's going on. I don't, I can go through Wikipedia. I can look up right now DC characters that nobody fucking cares about. Find that list and throw each of them in a panel. Huh, look what happens. Boy, I haven't seen anything like that since I saw Tickle. Oh my goodness! He knows everything! He just Beetle. said something about Clary and the Witch Boy! Jesus criminy! It is awful! It, it, this you, dialogue. You want me to do my boy made, I, no! Is it as bad as this? I hope is it not. as bad as this dialogue? I wish. No, what you should do is make a, a, a blurb that references 8 million things and tells me nothing, which is what you usually oh. do, but I don't like to say that's that. You're, you're a sensitive guy. That is, and that's just me, Eric. I've been told <laughs> I'm just a mean fellow. All right, go Wonder- on. I'm tired now from yelling. Wonder Woman number 52, written by Steve Orlando, with art by Aiko, David Lorenzo, Romeo Fajardo Jr., and Seda Timofante. Hello, Weird Science listeners, and welcome back for another week of Vermilion's Visions. Josh Vermilion here. By now, you guys know how I like to do things here on this segment. 
want to bring you guys a review of a trade, not from one of the big two of DC or Marvel, try to stay away from them as much as I can, and bring you guys something from a different company. And this week, I'm going to be going back to Image Comics. It's going to be Haunt Volume 1, the first five issues of the Haunt series. Uh, The character was created by Robert Kirkman and Todd McFarlane. Uh, It's written by Kirkman, and then on the art team, you've got Greg Capullo, bruh. Ryan Otley, uh, McFarlane's on the art team as well. FCO Placencia and Richard Starkings. uh, Pretty hefty art team there. Our main characters here in this book are Daniel, a pastor at a uh, a Catholic church, and his brother, Kurt, some kind of uh, a secret agent that, that basically kills lots of people. The first issue opens with Daniel having just uh, finished up with a prostitute, um, one that he apparently sees quite often because she asks if they're on for their usual time on Thursday. Um, But, you know, he leaves, and when he makes it back to the church, his brother is there waiting for him. Right away, you can tell that the, the two don't really get along just based on the scowls on each of their faces. Neither one of them looks happy to see the other one. Uh, but they go into the confession booth thingy. Is that what it's called, a confession booth? I don't know. I'm not Catholic. I don't know exactly what it's called, but we'll go with that. They go into the confession booth, and Kurt starts confessing his sins to Daniel. Daniel is pretty annoyed and basically just goes, All right, uh, how many people did you kill this time? Um, now we get a little flashback of Kurt, you know, doing his thing. Kurt's on an extraction mission for whatever organization it is that he works for. I don't know if you ever actually learned the name of the organization or not. Um, I don't think so. But, you know, he's on an extraction mission, but something is a little off, and Kurt has to start from outside of this building that he's infiltrating and work his way in. So we get to see what a... A badass Kurt is with some 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 kick-ass art right out of the gate of him taking out some security. Um, so you know he he goes to town on them, uh, kills all four of them. So right now his body count is up to four on this mission. And uh, when Daniel asked him how many he killed, he said, you know, not that many this time. But already starting out at four, that's getting up there pretty quickly. So. Uh, he goes in and he grabs a key card from one of the security guards and he is inside. He frees the, the target. The doctor, the target is a Dr. Schillinger and he frees him from his lab. Uh, Schillinger wants Kurt to come with him so that they can retrieve his quote unquote subject. So they open this, this cell door and find a whole bunch of people with these weird growths coming out of their skin. It's very you know, strange looking and, and pretty grotesque, honestly. But Schillinger is very proud of his work um, experimenting on these people. So instead of rescuing him, Kurt puts a bullet in Schillinger's head and gets the subjects out of there, saving them. So as they are escaping, a woman lowers herself from the ceiling and grabs the bag that Dr. Schillinger was clinging to as he died. Uh, so right now, Kurt's body count for this mission is sitting at five. Um, not exactly what I would call not very many people, but it's about to get a whole lot higher. Men are coming down right on top of him, so he uh, he tosses a grenade around the corner and comes out guns blazing. And that's when we cut back to his confession, and Kurt tells Daniel that for once, he knows for sure 
that he was doing the right thing. He was doing something good by killing all those people because, you know, he saved those those basically human experiment, experiments. He he saved them from from more torture and more experimentation. Um, so once they're done with confession, Kurt tries to you know hang around and talk, chat it up a little bit, but Daniel wants none of that. He tells Kurt he only does these confessions so nobody else has to, and other than that, Kurt is dead to him. So as Kurt is walking away, he knows someone is following him, but he doesn't really have a chance to react before he gets something injected into his neck and is thrown in the back of a van. And now it's time for some torture when he wakes up. These people want to know what happened to Dr. Schillinger's notebook. The thing is, Kurt really, really doesn't have it because that girl rappelled down and grabbed it while Kurt was saving those people and Kurt didn't grab the notebook. But obviously these people don't know that and aren't happy that Kurt isn't talking yet. The guy doing the torturing, his name's Frank, and Kurt actually knows him, steps out to take a break and talk to his his client or his, uh, his buyer. She tells him to numb Kurt from the waist down and make him watch as he cuts his dick off. And if he still doesn't talk, then kill him. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's pretty fucking brutal, uh, this lady. So on the next page, it's Kurt's funeral. Obviously, he didn't talk, so they had to kill him. Daniel is there in the back of a, of, a, of a town car, and Kurt pops in and tells Daniel to, to go visit his wife, Amanda. Uh, so you get the idea here that Amanda and Daniel don't really get along, and that's kind of the source of Daniel and Kurt's feud. Uh, Amanda and Daniel used to be a thing until she cheated on him with Kurt, um, and then she actually went off and married Kurt. So yeah, uh, makes for a pretty messed up family dynamic when... Your, your lady friend cheats on you with your brother, and then they go get married. So at first, Daniel re- refuses to go see her, but Kurt convinces him that she might be in danger because of how convinced these people are that he knew where this note, knows where this notebook is, and they might go after his wife if they think that he ever had it. So Daniel still kind of refuses at first, saying that Kurt isn't even actually there, and this is all in his head. You know, he's just imagining this because his brother just died, and, you know, that's pretty traumatic, even if you don't really like your brother. So, you know, he just chalks it up to that. But Kurt won't stop, and finally Daniel gives in and agrees to go see Amanda. So Daniel gets over to Amanda's that night, and things are real awkward for a bit as they sit there and drink tea. Uh, But when Daniel gets up to leave, Amanda, you know, she begs him to sleep there on the couch. She says, you know, she hasn't been able to sleep without Kurt there, and... So she's been taking these sleeping pills that just completely knock her out, and she wouldn't wake up even if there was a fire, and she just she just can't be alone tonight. She needs someone there with her. Uh, so reluctantly, he does agree to stay with her. But as he's, he's sleeping on the couch, Kurt wakes him up and tells him to get Amanda out of there, you know, right now. You know, they're in danger. They need to leave right now. Daniel is still convinced that he's imagining this because he might maybe miss his brother a little bit, but then two guys walk through the door holding guns. Um, Daniel, you know, threatens to call the cops, but they're not listening. They fire at Daniel, and Kurt actually jumps into Daniel. Um, It's kind of how the art portrays it. Kurt, um, obviously, they can't see him, but but Daniel can see him. He, as the, the, the two guys fire their guns, he jumps into Daniel, 
Um, and all of a sudden, this white goo-looking stuff comes out of Daniel's body and stops the bullets. The goo wraps itself all around Daniel, forming a suit, and he turns into Haunt, uh, the character that you see on the cover of the book. Interestingly, the symbol on his chest actually matches a symbol drawn on the wall in the cell of Dr. Schillinger's human experiments. That same symbol was they had drawn on the wall in there. Um, I'm not sure what that means or how that ties in, and it doesn't get brought up at any point in this trade, so I don't know if it's ever explained in the series or not, or if it's ever explained how Kurt can do this, or if it's tied to Schillinger or what. Um, this is the only trade I've read thus far, and it isn't explained in this one, so I'm not real sure if that'll ever get brought up, or if it's just a little kind of Easter egg thing there, but, you know, I found that kind of interesting. But, the two guys that came in keep firing at Daniel slash Kurt, but the bullets don't phase them at all, and I'm just gonna call them Haunt. Haunt rips off their heads. Haunt stops, surrounded by blood, and two bodies, and, and... you know, he says, Kurt, are you there? And when the voice inside his head responds, and it's apparently coming through as Kurt's voice, Daniel realizes that he, he's not having a dream and that this is very real. He's not going crazy. Uh, and that is actually where the first issue ends with Haunt standing there in all of his badass glory. Luckily, Amanda took those sleeping pills and slept through that whole ordeal, although I'm not sure how nobody else in this apartment building heard the gunshots or is responding or calling the cops. Not entirely sure how that happened, but, you know, I'm just going to kind of let that one slide a little bit here. Um, and this was a, a pretty solid first issue, and it leads to a pretty solid overall trade, really. Uh, the next four issues are about Daniel learning more about what Kurt did, uh, them trying to protect Amanda, and everyone wanting to know what happened to Dr. S- to Dr. Schillinger's notebook. First things first, the art is spectacular in this book. Everything looks so, so good from the the character designs to the action sequences to just the overall feel of Haunt and, uh, and how he moves. There are some very obvious Venom vibes to Haunt with the, the claws and the almost web-like goo that shoots out of him and uh, the having two conflicting personalities in him in Daniel and Kurt. Uh, but it is a different character than Venom, and, and a really, really cool one, I think. Uh, having McFarlane's name attached to this will inevitably draw comparisons to Spawn, but I've actually never read a single Spawn comic, so I can't compare this book to some of those older Spawn stories. I do know a little bit, just generalities about the character, but really, I, I've never read a, a, a single comic, like I said, so I don't know a whole lot about Spawn. Um, so I can't make those comparisons for you or tell you which one's better, which one's worse, but I do, I like the designs of both characters, and I can, I can see McFarlane's influence in the design of Haunt. Uh, but I, I had some fun with this book. There were definitely some, some odd progressions and some places where things just felt a little bit off, but overall, you know, it was pretty good. For me, I'm sitting at around like a like a 7.5 out of 10 but it's a it's a strong 7.5 and I I think the characters are interesting like I said the design of art is really cool or the design of haunt is really cool and the art is is fantastic I mean that ding sound um but I would have liked just just a little bit more you know 
better flow to the story, a little bit more explanation and a little bit more of a complete story within this trade, whereas it's kind of just set up for what's what's coming a little bit later. There is some payoff at the end, but it is mainly set up for what comes after this. But you know, I did I, I liked it enough and and had some fun with the story, honestly. Uh, however gory and kind of dark the story may be, I did have some fun reading it. This book probably isn't for everyone out there, but if you like Venom or Spawn, I guess, and uh, and wonder what an almost like an amalgam in my mind of the two might be like. Like I said, I've never read Spawn, but what I imagine those stories to be like and what I know of Venom, uh, Haunt almost seems like an amalgam of the two. So if that kind of interests you, I'd say give this trade a shot and check it out. Honestly... This one might be worth trying out just for the art alone. You know, the art really, really is that good. As big of a as big of a doish as Capola bruh might be on on the Twitter sphere. You know, he he does some good art, and Ryan Otley actually provides the pencils. I think it said Capulo was doing layouts with Otley doing pencils and McFarlane on on inks. Um, but those three combined to, to draw and create the art in this book is is really, really good. And there's a lot of black and white and mainly red from blood for Placencia to do. But, you know, he uh, he and Richard Starkings on letters also, you know, they put in some good work in this book um, with the colors and the lettering. You know, the different lettering for the different characters, especially as Haunt, you got the black lettering for Daniel speaking and the and the gray lettering for Kurt and kind of making that work within the overall black and white kind of color scheme anyway. Um, I thought it really, it, it looked really good. And overall, this, this book just looks incredible. Um, but that pretty much wraps up my review for it. So I want to thank everybody for uh, checking it out and listening to me talk about Haunt Volume 1. Um, I want to remind everybody to go over to patreon.com slash weirdscience. Support the guys if you can not only for all the work that they do on the main podcast and on the site, but also all those extra shows that you get for supporting. So many extra shows, I can't even list them all. So, so many. It's well worth the money, especially if you already like the cut of Jim and Eric's jib and you want to hear more of them talking about nonsense, pop culture, Mar- or not Marvel, uh, Jim's other comic reviews, you got the sales and solicits, so many other podcasts. You got The Cellar Dweller pops up every now and then. Uh, you might get some boys toys from Eric Lee. You know, so many different shows. Well worth the money. And uh, stay tuned. Um, I got something a little bit different, a little bit bigger in the works for for this coming week um, and what might be coming down the line. I've got... I'm working on something here. It's taking a little bit longer than these usually take for me, but definitely stay tuned. I'm I'm excited about what's coming up this week for me personally, um, and I will be back next week with another segment. I want to thank once again everybody for tuning in and listening. But now I'm gonna send it on back over to Jim and Eric. See you later.
welcome to another edition of The Wild Storm. Uh, this time around we're looking at uh, The Wild Storm Michael Cray issue 10. Oh yes, not quite the penultimate issue, but close. Um, we've got just two issues to go after this one. And uh, it's been an interesting journey uh, for Michael Cray and for uh, the reader. Uh, I know a few of you uh, are collecting this and reading it on a regular basis, which is great. Uh, so uh, we're just going to dive in and uh, see what this month's issue is all about. Uh, it is, as always, written by Brian Hill uh, with uh, some input from Warren Ellis. I think mostly it's it's Brian Hill's thing. Uh, I think possibly the general sort of trajectory of the character came from Ellis, but I think Hill is uh, doing his own thing with it. Uh, the art is by N. Stephen Harris with Dex Devines. Uh, colours are by Ross Campbell. Uh, and I've said before that I think Campbell's colours make a, make a difference uh, in uh, in how uh, good the art is. Letters are by uh, the ever-present Simon Boland. He gets around. He does an awful lot of lettering these days, does uh, Mr. Boland. And uh, it is, of course, printed by DC Comics with a cover price of $3.99. Over the last few issues, this title has become a lot more of a character study of its titular character than anything else, and it is all the better for it. Writer Brian Hill has, with no little skill, put Michael Cray through a ringer that, I suspect, still has one or two turns before it's done. A few weeks ago on Twitter, Hill expressed his belief that heroism is in large part about suffering and endurance, in which case Cray might just be about to become the biggest and baddest hero of them all. With the psychotic John Constantine showing up at his love interest's door at the end of last issue and an uppity sentient tumour in his head, Cray's got his work cut out, and that's not including a boss who doesn't trust him and an insane version of Wonder Woman intent on bringing back some extra-dimensional entities and destroying half the world in the process. Let's see how he gets on, eh? Uh... The bottom line for this issue is that it is good. So there you go. You can <laughs> thank you very much. But pa, that'll do. Uh, yeah, it it is good. And um, having said that, it is still uh, there is some uh, setup, some some moving of pieces around on the board. The overall plot, in terms of Diana Prince's plans to destroy the world and what have you. Uh, that's not really moving forward that quickly. This is this is really all about you've you've got a number of different kind of threads. Uh, you've got Cray's relationship with Trelane. You've got uh, Cray's relationship with uh, Doctor Shahi. You've got Cray's relationship with his team. You've got Cray's relationship with his father. You've got Cray's relationship with the weird sentient tumor in his head that turns out to be something in a minute, which we'll we'll talk about in a moment the the point is is all of these kind of strands are they need to come together or in one or two cases they need to be tied up um the shahi strand is tied up here in this in this issue in fact it happens in the first uh, sort of four or five pages really uh, if you remember at the end of last issue uh shahi was uh 
was uh, in her hotel room and uh, she gets a knock on the door. She opens the door and there is the irrepressible uh, John Constantine uh, looking completely manic and bald. And and I haven't said this, but I think I probably should. Uh, he looks like Grant Morrison. Uh, the, he's one of he's one of a number of characters in comics that look like Grant Morrison. Spider Jerusalem looks like Grant Morrison, and so does King Mob uh, from The Invisibles. Uh, so yes, he he looks like Grant Morrison in the sense that he's he's bald uh, and looks sort of ferociously intelligent and also a little bit insane. Um, anywho, Constantine and. Um, Dion Fortune uh, are talking at the start of this issue uh, because, as I said, Constantine turned up at the end of uh, last issue uh, at Shahi's door with a razor in his hand, which is is never a good sign. Uh, he does have to keep his his shiny head shiny, I guess. I don't know. Um, so you kind of assume that he's killed her. Actually, that isn't the case. What happens is, and 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 Hill does a good job here actually of kind of maintaining the ambiguity about the the, the is she dead or not kind of status of uh, of Shahi because Fortune is talking to uh, talking about her in the past tense. Uh, she says things like, uh, "The Doctor was innocent, John. Innocence still matters to the universe that watches us." Uh, and then later she says, if he finds out what you've done, he'll kill you. So all of this is like, you know, you've done something here. This is in the past tense. So you kind of assume that she is dead and she isn't. And in a sense, what she is, is kind of worse. Is that a Cray, Cray uh, arrives at her hotel room to be met by uh, Shahi, who... Uh, is obviously traumatized, obviously distressed. She's holding a gun and she keeps on repeating the same thing over and over again. When he comes, show him death. When he comes, show him death. And she uh, starts firing the gun. Not, as far as the art is concerned, not, not sort of specifically at him, but just kind of generally firing it. Um, Cray then kind of tries to disarm her and, and, and does, in fact, disarm her. While he's doing this, and the art is kind of is kind of nicely done here, so you get like this this uh, intercutting of uh, Shahi and Cray kind of tussling for the gun, and and Cray managing to disarm her, while uh, we're being shown uh, a ritual that John Constantine John Constantine has uh, has done. So you see kind of the pentagram and the goat and what have you, and he kills the goat and and. He's naked, and I mean, I, it, the whole kind of naked goat killing thing. I, I'm not sure what that's about, really, but you know, it's the kind of spooky, weird thing that um, that people do when they're uh, worshiping dark things, I guess. Um, so anyway, there you go. So uh, all that Shahi does is is kind of say that phrase over and over again. When Michael comes, show him death. And he's trying to reason with her, and of course she's completely uh, she's she's too far gone for that. And basically, what she does is is uh, jump out of the window, and that is our kind of pre-credit sequence. So if if you remember, all, all the um, the Wildstorm comics have this kind of pre-credit thing, whereby and it's, very, it's it's quite cinematic, quite dramatic actually. To be fair. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention actually, uh, and I forgot to mention it in 
on the website as well. Uh, breakdowns apparently are by Phil Hester this this time around, which is kind of interesting. He's quite a good artist actually, Phil Hester. But anyway, um, so yeah, um, so Homer kind of uh, Shahi throws herself out the window, uh, and that's our kind of dramatic, you know, credits page basically. Uh, and she lands on, well, <laughs> she lands on the pavement. Uh, it was oh I can't remember somebody in the in the, the Slack chat the other day uh, pointed out that uh, she lands in front of a sorry she lands behind uh, a car uh, whose uh, license plate is is kind of um, partially obscured but you do see H O M A G um, which is kind of a so obviously it's Homer what? G, G means what? Gone. Um, I I kind of sort of humor, humorously and flippantly suggested that perhaps it was Homer God, uh, but maybe not. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a kind of, I suppose, a, a bit of a, uh, of a sort of Easter egg kind of thing. Uh, the, uh, Cray doesn't stick around. Uh, to you know, to see her dead body, uh, he's seen plenty of dead bodies. He doesn't want to see that, and so uh, he walks away. And then we cut back to Trelane. One of the interesting things about uh, about this series is that Trelane has kind of remained in the background for most of it, and she becomes a little bit more important here. We find out some information about Dion Fortune uh, and about the fact that uh, she's hacked. Uh, Skywatch ground uh, divisions databases, and so she's got all this information, uh, and she's she's done that by seducing uh, a high level kind of operative. Uh, they torture him to get that that confirmed from him. So Trelane kind of contacts Michael just to say, you know, um, you need to come back, and his response is Homer's dead, and the first thing that that um, Trelane says to him is did you did you kill her uh, which is kind of uh, it's 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 sort of very grimly amusing that that's a question that you can ask somebody of somebody that they love um, or have some kind of attraction to uh, anyway uh, the, the the key issue here is it is it um, Cray doesn't know for sure that it was Constantine that did it he thinks it's either Constantine or or Diana Prince, and then he says, maybe it was you, uh, and Trelane says, it wasn't, uh, you need to believe that, and he says, I need to kill the people who killed her, what I believe can come later, some ni nice nice dialogue here, actually, so basically, Trelane is kind of saying, look, you need to get out of London, basically, he's, he's not going to do that, what's interesting is that Cray suspects, and I think he's probably right at this point, that Trelane knows how the thing in his head got there. And I think it's I think that's probably true. And of course Trelane won't tell him. So so Cray is kind of I mean it's kind of weird because cause cause Trelane has kind of already sent a a team in ostensibly to kill Cray. Now she's speaking to him and telling him to come back in. Um it's it's kind of it's 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 a bit it's a bit disjointed, a bit weird perhaps, but uh, the bottom line is, there's not really an awful lot that she can do uh, about it at the moment. Um, in the meantime, 
uh, Cray meets with Dion Fortune, and Fortune tries to kind of calm things down. You do get this this sense that, that Fortune... I mean, Fortune is not a good character, but you do get this sense that maybe she is less... She's less psychotic, and she doesn't approve of Constantine's methods. And so she starts to talk to him about how to get this thing out of his out of his head or sorry no she doesn't actually she starts talking about the fact that she that you can't get this thing out of your head you're going to have to learn to try and control it and she says she says you need to face what's growing inside you it's the only thing that can save you now you are its host it needs you it's listening to me now and it knows i'm not lying you'll never get rid of it but you can control it First, you need to admit that you want to. And he says, with a magic wand and incense. And she says, with will. You spend your life holding down your anger with both hands. You need to carry it, the gift of it, and use it to tame the mind that wants your own. If there's a secret, that's the only one I know. Face it, Michael. Command it. It will yield if you believe it can do nothing else. So that's kind of interesting. So so, so she's got this kind of insight that, you know, you're not going to get rid of this thing. You've got to face it. Which leads us kind of to to the the last page, which we'll get to in a moment. First, though, there is a uh, there's a, a a nice kind of bit where Cray tries to make contact with his father, who we've met already. I met him in issue three, uh, or maybe issue two, and he hangs up. He, he doesn't answer the phone. And he kind of just says, I'm sure he's fine. I can argue with him about the world later. Isn't he kind of sad about that? I, I mean, he does kind of sort of present just how sort of broken and fractured their relationship is. But it, it, there's, there's that, it's quite a poignant moment, really, in the, in the story. So then Cray starts to summon this thing in, a, in his head. While he does that, Diana gets attacked by... Uh, Skywatch Ground Division forces. They come in through the window. You get this kind of wordless um, action sequence, um, and it's 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 pretty badass. You know, she she is a, a kind of a strong sort of statuesque woman. Uh, she's wearing a sort of business suit, and she just it, it the whole thing takes three pages basically, uh, and she just kind of takes this group of four or five heavily armed sort of covert operatives down and 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 the final panel is of her with holding a, a, a sword and a shield and sort of covered in blood and it is it's it's pretty it's pretty badass anyway we then take go to the net last page and it is of michael cray sitting cross-legged on the floor in front of uh an empty chair in which materializes or has materialized um, a weird alien looking thing that looks remarkably like uh, either a demonite or a or a cherubim which obviously kind of ties in with with what's been going on in the main uh, wildstorm comic with things like backlash and and uh, Philip Chang and what and what have you. You've you've got the, these people out there with these incredible powers who have been kind of implanted with with alien uh, biomatter. Um. So yeah. Um. Th- it's it's the same kind of demonite thing as as we've seen 
before. Uh, I gave this comic a 7.5. Um, I think it's leading up very, very nicely to a sort of quite dramatic climax, uh, which is great. I'm really looking looking forward to that. Uh, Hill's uh, characterization of Cray is absolutely spot on. Uh, it's very absorbing. You really feel for this guy. Um, he's somebody who um, is kind of on his own. He's lost Shahi. Uh, he can't really st- talk to his dad. Trelane he can't trust either. Uh, so you've got this sense of kind of the various kind of um, those few sort of human relations that were working in his life have now been kind of taken from him. And that is quite, uh, quite evident in this issue. Uh, how things are going to pan out, we don't really know. We've got two issues now left until the end of the series. Uh, but I think Hill is bringing things together quite nicely, and, and I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, to the rest of it. So 7.5. Uh, the art is still not not Well, I don't say it's not great. It's not amazing. Um, I would like it to be better. It's not going to be better. It's just the way it is. Um, some of you know some of the action stuff works reasonably well. I've said all along that, that and Stephen Harris is kind of. Uh, action sequences are very dynamic and very clear, which they are. Uh, it's just his his faces are a bit are a bit odd at times. Um, but no, it, it's it, it's serviceable. It, it it does its job reasonably well. Uh, Seven point five, um, and looking forward to seeing how it ends. I'm going to head off. In the meantime, you take care. Uh, have a great week, and I will see you next week. Take care. Bye bye. That's the Britches remix Excuse of that me. song. It was. <laughs> Ow! This is the Rant and Rave section of the podcast. You can be along uh, on these Rant and Raves if you want to call us at 641-715-3900. Enter extension 452328, followed by the pound sign. It's just that easy, folks. It is just that easy, folks. Or you can send in audio clips of yourself for your phone or whatever, and that's even easier. But hey, yeah. I'm not. I'm not here to judge, Eric. I'm Wait, your daddies. We got to tell you what yeah, to do. I'm just here to listen. Uh, and we're going to start with our man, Dancing Mike. Hi, Jim. Greetings, Eric, and the Mike. Oh, mother. So first of all, let's give a shout out to the Get Fresh crew. I think we'll go classic rock this week with uh, Who 
are you? Whoop, 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 whoop. I thought he was going to go Who shout. Who are you? Whoop, 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 whoop. And of course, a couple of very special shout outs to the Prime Minister of the Get Fresh Crew, Pete from NYC, and the King of the Get Fresh Crew, universally beloved. And remember, Brandon and Damien, if you are in the Get Fresh Crew, he is and forever shall be your King, Richard Richardson. Long may he reign. <laughs> so after Richard, getting Richard no not a zilch Zippo comics last week, I yeah. got Buku comics this week. Nice. Um, nice. So I have not read. Let's see, the Betty and Veronica Jumbo Comics Digest, the Archie Jumbo Comics Digest, or the Betty and Veronica Spectacular. <laughs> although Mrs. Dancing Mike is enjoying uh, various stories from those, as yeah. I'm sure I will at some and point. And Manship. Also, have not gotten to. Yeah. Hey Kids Comics, which looks like a fun all-ages walk. Or Actually, I saw not. that. It does. And I have not read Hawkman because I am saving, hopefully, the best for last. So it's good. I don't know by the time it's I not hear the best this, I will have read series. that. So, you know, no spoilers for that one. But I got lots of other comics, mostly DC. So let's go through and talk about some of them for a bit. Plastic okay, Man let's. number three. Now, I have given up on the fact or the idea that this is going to be a wacky, fun-filled romp, because I don't think Gil Simone does that. Yeah. That being said, I'm still enjoying this series because I'm looking at it as, uh, there's some jokey stuff, but it's, the humor doesn't really come out as much as <laughs> I, I would expect for Plastic Man, but it is a really good story, and the characters are really well-developed. The dialogue is great. The art is good. And so I'm really enjoying it as just a story that's making Ill O'Brien uh, or Plastic Man kind of less than a jokey character, a, a real uh, hero with some, you know, pretty impressive yeah, uh, powers. And, and That is kind of a stretch. And, you know, <laughs> a, a lot of character stays. So I am enjoying Plastic Man, although it's not what I expected going in. That happens to me a lot, Eric. Happens to me a lot. If comics number nine eighty six, nice cover. The art is not. I like the art. It's okay. It's serviceable, but I don't know. I mean, it. Dancing Mike does not like a a Batman who's piece of shit, and this kind of makes it. That's my. That's what I think he's going to go with. Are are you with me, Eric? No, I think it's going to be the opposite. You think he's going to really like it? He's liking the Batman. Okay, was a bit better this issue and. Just, I don't know. After the reveal of the villain, it kind of sucked the the fun out of that one for me. So I don't know. It's it's okay. It's still good. The characters are you know pretty good, but I don't I don't know. Yeah. Say it, Mike. <laughs> <sighs> it was okay, say. but I have nothing to complain about. But not, my, not a home, not the home run that I was expecting for the first couple issues. Of that I agree arc. so far. I actually decided to take a chance and bought Supergirl number twenty one, which I enjoyed the story. I liked it. And the writing, although it has to do with the Rogelzar and all that. Yeah. The art is not my cup I of like it. tea exactly, yeah, I but I am enjoying the story. It was a, it was a good read, so I'm going to uh, maybe start picking up Supergirl again. And nice. I got the variant cover with uh, her. I think it was uh, Palmiotti and it was uh, or Cotter. Yeah. And uh, it was... Um, it's a very, very nice little cover with a Crypto and Supergirl, yep. and the story was good overall. Uh, Catwoman, number two. Two, yeah. 
Got the art germ cover. Um, nice cover. It's, I don't know. Oh, I didn't realize it had an art germ cover. That thing's going to sell out the wazoo. Yeah. Oh, she's still mourning Bruce, and then they've got the weird governor chick, and somehow it's in California. I don't know. It's okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's okay. ambivalent about that. So, although I bought a lot of comics this week, I didn't get a whole whole lot of enjoyment out of them. It sounds like, doesn't it? It does. I am kind of running out ones I've actually read. So, Wonder Woman was um, Steve Orlando, a Steve Orlando joint, as it we was. should say. And while Orlando's his dialogue wasn't as bad as usual, <laughs> his story is. You know, I, I, I can't a grip. I can't get a grip on anything that goes on in any of his books. It, it's just nope. so wacky. Kind of very confusing bullshit. And while I'm on that that uh, little rant about Orlando, let me say one thing right quick. And I know you would be surprised to hear me say this, but I'm just going to come out and say, it. fuck Scott Snyder. Fuck Scott <laughs> Snyder for fucking Nth Metal all the fuck to hell. Because Nth Metal was one of the coolest things in the DC universe. But now sure since he had to go and make the metal brother rock and roll. Now here's the deal. You're saying that about Scott Snyder, and yet we're, we're doing this. And yeah, every time we, it comes up, me and Eric groan. We, we don't like when it comes up. But boy, Steve Orlando will not let it stop. I mean, you read that unexpected. Holy moly. It's, it's mentioned to? every other page. It's only Steve Orlando. And what happens is you get a mistake or something you don't like amplified 7 billion times by Steve Orlando because he just throws it out there. Just, what, your gods use temples made of stone? How passe! And, and, oh my! What are I you talking never. about? We would never. It's made of eighth metal, but without my helmet, you'd see it. You'd go insane. But they mm-hmm. do. <laughs> oh, well, you don't have to see insanity to slap it in the face. There you go. That's what you get. You get the watered down nonsense version of it. Oh my goodness, Captain Stooping! You have an invisible ship. It, you're, you're driving me wild with science. I don't know what goes on in that book. It's so ridiculous. Oh, brother with brother Greg, and it's a rock and roll roller coaster ride. He took the whole concept of. Am I also allowed to say I said it on the one news? Uh, you have dancing Mike. He's not a Scott Snyder fan. You know who I don't right. like is Greg Capullo. He drives me insane. It's nonsense with this fucking. He's the brother guy, and he's at ease. Hey, whatever, whatever, buddy. Eighth metal, and now Steve Orlando is able to say something about. Well, this was built using eighth metal. So he took all this, he did all that backstory metal for guys. metal, completely fucked nth metal, took all the fun and joy out of it, made something that was really cool and unique in the DC. Believe me, you're talking about a guy who wrote a story with Prometheus who now gets taken down by a taser. No matter what happens, Steve Orlando will get his grips on it and make it worse. And that's what happened again. Universe and com- it's an upside down Templar. Completely screwed it forever. Thank you, Thank Scott you Snyder, you pretentious. I had a dream. Uh, I'm I'm after the bad guys in the 13th heavens. I just had a dream of the 13th heavens. Oh, the, with the bad guys? Could be. The Smoky Mirror, Tezcatlipoca. Tezcatlipoca. I had a dream that Tezcatlipoca was, was fighting me, and then I did this. Oh, you mean that you're going to fight Tezcatlipoca? Uh, maybe. I still Little can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Oh, also, I got a Justice League um, number one variant that oh, was a free gift for subscribers. Yeah, was, everybody was giving them crap. Either that, 
or um, Mr. and Mrs. X number one, a variant of that. And since I don't know of, I think that's what that one's called. Since I don't know anything about that, I went with that's Rogan Gambiter. The Snatter. Oh, you're right. It is. You know the 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 variant cover that had the. Uh, uh, legitimately, I think I'm going on Mr. and Mrs. X. Actually, I would have liked to have seen that. Last picture, Wonder Woman on it. But like I said, I did not open that because I was afraid the suck force of Snyder would come out and change all oh, the characters in the gracious. other books, much like. He ruined metal for everyone. Thank you, Mr. Dark Universe. And guess what? The ba- I don't know. I still listen to Dokken every night. He didn't ruin metal for me. I'll tell you. Dokken's <laughs> still out there for Fox me. is coming out. I'll be picking that one. Have you ever sat and listened to Dokken? Seriously. I know Mike yeah. probably has. I have not. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, that was actually just for jokes. Uh, if my heavy metal uh, people would no, yes yeah, people would hate it, I'm actually more of a hair metal fan. Uh, also, you hated heavy metal, metal because your brother liked it. That's right. I didn't need to listen to Celtic Frost to get my jam on, Eric. I was whistling another tune. You know who that is? <laughs> I was whistling another tune uh, along with the Beatles and the Who, Eric. Like I picked up all of metal. <laughs> Maybe even a little Rolling Stones, but not much. And the Doors, Eric. And then possibly a little Jimi Hendrix uh, sprinkled in. Uh, there's one person that really loves the dark universe out there, and that person is Scott Snyder. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, I bought Superman number two. I, I don't know that he likes Scott Snyder. Is this, <laughs> does he, he might like him. I, he I actually, Maybe if we give him a little bit, he, we might actually get to the bottom of this. It, it might be one of those two that uh, he. it's like uh, when you hate a girl in elementary school and it's because you, you really like now, her. A lot of people are saying a lot of bad things about this book, but let me tell you, this is in my top ten of all Superman books I've read since the New 52 began. Because I read Action Comics 1000 and 1001, the six issues of Man of Steel and Superman number one. And now I've read Superman number two, which is in my top ten of all Superman books I've read since the New 52 began. What? What? <laughs> the, I, I read it. I, what the? Yeah. Okay. Um. DC Comics proudly presents the proudly presents that, and what's up yes, with the paper? I don't mind the paper because it feels more like other paper, but it's it's not it's not like the cheap paper when we were a kid. Russia feels paper, like paper, feels paper you so, back. and it's I don't mind not having the high gloss. It's just kind of weird that they're doing that with certain books now at DC. So I don't know. Some people say it feels cheap. I don't know if it is cheaper to make, but I kind of don't actually mind it so but anyway that's just here nor there i mean it doesn't matter if what you've got printed on the paper is crap like uh this uh superman was i don't know what mr bendis is doing with those characters and things he's got the voice down there he knows what he's doing with those actually just got it characters um and so far, the book I've enjoyed the most this week is Deja Thoris, number seven, from uh, Dynamite. So, I don't know, Dynamite comics? Dynamite! Would, you know, that would be, but I enjoyed this. It advanced the story. This, you know, ever since the first few issues, it's kind sneeze. of slow building up. It's It's been <laughs> picking up for me, and um, yeah, so art is, you know, 
what you, you know, so it's the style of art for that series. It's not quite as much a sexy time as uh, the last issue, no. but um, still, you know, it's a, it's good art, and she's a she's a sexy oh, princess. Martians. She is, and yeah. there's you know, she's a strong woman, and um, yes, yeah, so I'm enjoying Deja so Forest pretty like good. It. And nope. Plastic Man, I enjoyed just not for the reasons I thought I would originally enjoy it. So yeah, it's kind of hit or miss with that, and I'm hoping Hawkman will. Yeah, you'll like it. Kids comics. I, I think actually Hawkman he'll say it's not as good as the first two, but he'll still enjoy it. I'm not sure how I'll feel about that. I'm kind of ambivalent about it. I was looking through it, decided to go buy it. But I'm hoping, hoping, even though they're going to Dinosaur Island, that maybe Hawkman will still be good, despite that fact, because it's been a good series so far. So that's about all I've got for comics this week. So just some random things. Yes, Kane is the mayor of Knox County. Yes, and yes, no, sure I did not vote for him ah. because I live in Blunt County, ah. which is B-L-O-U-N-T County. And as someone pointed out to me a long time ago, it's it should either be Blount County oh, or... It's if, like LeGarrette Blunt. There if you're you go. going to say that the O-U is Blunt, it should be Blunt you can fill in the rest, but no, I did not vote for Kane. Of course, if I lived in Knox County, I, I did. It was weird. Voted for him, but yes, yeah, I did too. Uh, I think someone did tweet out. I went there and they said, "Who do you vote for?" I went, "Oh my Kane!" And then they took my vote. It was crazy. So my mayor can beat up your mayor, so yes. Um, Kane, who does own an Ice Bears jersey, which says nice. Kane on the back. I would think it um, was. Because he was there once and got a jersey dropping the puck before the game. <laughs> nice. So, let's see. Anything else? I I actually, that drives me nuts when people have jerseys and have their own names on it. I think that's nonsense. You ain't on the but Eagles, I'm a part buddy. of the team, Jim. You ain't on the Eagles there. I'm part of the team. Yeah, are team. you? Oh, are you? Number 11, Shay. We and won, you got... Jim. Oh, we yes. won. Yes, we did. Went eating. I went to eat last night with Mrs. Dancing Mike, and um, we went to Smoky Mountain Brewery. And oh, my goodness. We went, we went <laughs> Who would have known? Smoky Mountain Brewery on Friday night, which I'm sure is a shock to all of us. It you. is. And Switching it up, are tonight, you? Tonight, we're going to UT Night. At yeah. the Smokies. There you go. I, I hope that? he explains it because Eric doesn't understand. I tried to explain it to him, and I think I know what it is, but Eric did not. So let's see. Smokies Park. So I'm about to go after I record this rant and rave, and we're going to, you know, probably stop at the Smoky Mountain Brewery oh before the game. Yes, you did. And maybe take our mason jars and actually use them this yes, time. Yes, you did. Last time because it was so hot. So maybe this time we will have some beer. What did you take? And maybe Swanee will appreciate the fact that they have Landshark on Town, as well as other beers. So anything else? Let's see. Um, let's see. Next weekend will be. On. I believe Next that's weekend, University of Tennessee night, Eric. As we'll I told on, you, earlier. it's UTI. Night. We are. I will be going to Smoky Mountain. I might be. Like, what's this Ut night? I don't like this. Going to Smoky Mountain Brewery on Friday night, but uh, I what, will what? not be with Mrs. Dancing Mike. Oh no! Trouble in paradise, Eric. <laughs> Going on a girl's trip. A girl's trip issue. So that's called the talk shit on the guys trip, is what that really I is. Hate those trips. <laughs> it's funny because you keep getting invited to them. That's why you don't it's like a girls' trip. So I'm not invited because I don't identify as a girl right now. Anything else? That's about all. Um, let's see. He always tries to push somebody's buttons, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so going. until next week, see. Um, I, uh, Mike, I see the timestamp. You're not fooling me. Maybe someday when there are more books again, you will turn off that spotlight. Yeah, uh, oh turn yeah, off the that Patreon spotlight. spotlight. Again, people, that is patreon.com slash 
weird science. Now, before he goes on, I don't know about you, Eric, but I'm enjoying this little extra time on Thursday nights, though, without that other spot. It's so right? nice. It is very, it's almost like you don't do anything. Then, That's the right? thing is, the weirdest part is, like, we, I say it's so nice. I think we spent, like, as much time on we that do. spotlight for the Patreon this week as we normally as we do, do for the Patreon deal. and the regular spotlight. I know, but for some reason, not having those two <laughs> seems like a night off. I, I actually really, really enjoy it, so I don't even know if when the books come back, we're going to have a little dip your toe. If you don't dip your toe in, then it's your own problem. Me and Eric are moving on. We need some relaxation. Get me the Long Island iced tea that, that Luke always is, is drinking, and Give I'm me good. the White Russians. Yes, the White Russians, indeed. I am colorblind it's when it comes to those Russians. We've got a plethora of shows featuring uh, the guy kid, Jimmy Alvin. Oh, my God. Adventure guy. The Phantom Review. I have to. I have to tell you that the guy kid is not Jimmy Alvin anymore. It's been changed there. Oh really? I hear his name's Tommy. He's a Dracula. That's right. Maybe he we'll is get a Dracula. Friday the Thirteenth goodness from that cellar dweller person. Uh, maybe some shows from that. Um, you know how much it, it irritates me that I'm behind with these sound effects because <laughs> of Ethan. I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him. Man child Eric Lee. Yes. Um, of course, Jim Werner. And uh, T-Funk, who's got some good shows on collectibles, and uh, some That's the Issue, Uh, maybe some Best Songs Ever, Best Things Ever. Yeah, Best Songs Ever is once a month. We'll mention another one in a minute. And, of course, there are plenty of shows featuring everyone's favorite, the guy that, that, that just... Brings it hard every. Uh, did I mention Jim Warner? But also the guy that brings it hard every time, swings for the fences and connects. Uh, has scored. Mickey Mantle has a show on here. That guy's dead, Eric. What, what is he? Is this Dracula's? There's a, a a home run touchdown every time he grabs the the. Now he's Bo Jackson. Now he's Bo Jackson. Cricket net. Um, he is. Yeah, but I, I think Bo could probably play cricket back in the day. Bo Mr. could. Eric. Shea. Oh my Eric god, how Shea, dare you! Star, the um, the, the guy is drunk, the icon, the <laughs> gem, the true gem of the weird science DC universe. So, anyway, let's see. Hello, weird science. Thank you, Mike. Um, watch out because you never know when those guys from the pop culture podcast. Although, I think it's this Monday. <laughs> it will be this Monday. Eric comes up to me, and I was thinking the same thing that day. Like, didn't we just do a pop culture? And it's oh, now I again. We'll pop up and culture that ass. Yeah. Keep it weird and see you in seven. The guy is drunk. There you see go. See you in the seven. See you on the sevens. Thank you, Mike. And Mike. Uh, he loves that Eric Shea, that guy. He loves Eric Shea. 52% love of Eric Shea, 48% to drive me insane. And the next uh-huh. one, though, Eric is coming up. And the next rant and rave is going to put a smile on your face. Here it goes. Hello, and welcome <laughs> to Hello. Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. Uh, weird meaning comics and uh, science meaning. Uh, meaning podcast. Yes. Good. It's hosted by Jim and Eric. Yes. Um, other people appear on it. Sure, uh, yeah. My name is Jolly Drew. I like sure, to. He sounds like he's in some, you know, <laughs> AA or something. Hello, my name's Jolly Drew. I do call into the podcast. Call in, do a rant and rave, uh, yes. talk about things. Uh, be a little kooky, be a little crazy, be a little kinky. Um, I do enjoy listening to the podcast. 
uh, especially one of us. while driving. <laughs> doing Eric has never listened. Work. I have uh, Walking. Existing. That one breathing, that I wasn't snacking, on just to hear how much loving, fucking shit you and Reggie were talking. And freaking out. Stay to the right to East Spoiler I'm alert, there was, my there, was a lot, there was a lot of shit talking. I want to hear Freaking that again. Freaking out. Stay to the right to East Randolph Street. <laughs> so I'd like to invite... <laughs> He's just, how dare you to show that I need your help, lady. You to turn off your mind, relax. Turn off your mind, hit Randolph Street. X, float downstream. Yes. No, you're not dying. No. You're living. Yes, I am. And We're you're all listening dying. to a comics podcast. Yes. How did you find this podcast? I don't know. Was it because you love DC Comics? N- maybe. You can tell me. It is. It is. You're in safe company. <laughs> and if you don't want to open up me, that's just fine. I'll open up to you. Uh, a few things about me. My uh, left arm is more tan than my right arm. He's got one on left arm tan, Eric. That's what he's got. Um... When I was driving this week, uh, my windshield wipers wouldn't turn off. Um, I've never prayed for rain so much in my entire life. People staring at me with my windshield wipers going uh, a <laughs> that mile is a pretty minute. funny. Foot, 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 uh, scraping against uh, dry w- windshield. Uh, yes. I-, I felt ridiculous. Uh, and it was a very funny thing that... You just have to go around just driving thinking that it is raining and everybody else is crazy. That, I don't know what I, I... Actually, I don't know what I would have done because that would be something that would drive me nuts because I don't like attention on myself. It happened to me and I got very frustrated and uh, uh, yelled at some uh, people on the road. Oh, um, road rage. I, I don't normally have road rage except for when people are bad drivers yeah. and for uh, when my windshield wipers won't turn off. Uh, that was just a cool $450 to uh, replace the windshield wiper motor um let's see here did i already say seemed like the thing was working just too much that's not it doesn't seem like that bad that my left arm is more (laughs) hand than my right arm yes uh i think i went over that i like cats um they Uh, have fuzzy bellies um you can rub them they usually purr when you pet them they they usually Uh, do unless they're scratching then you get horrendously allergic and you can't go to sleep and your eyes shut and 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 kitties and then they will and say i don't like you um i still do talk to the cats though and i talk to them i'm not extremely nice to talk like talking but i talk to them just like normal people and tell them to get out of my way and stuff like that and don't mind that i kicked you you know certain things actually i went down during the break and the one cat i i still don't know the difference between the two but the one's laying in the middle of the kitchen and i went to go get a drink and it got up to leave i'm like really (laughs) yeah i'm that bad that you have to leave i'm just getting a drink i'm leaving Sometimes and then it, it actually then just like down. If they're a Cheshire cat, they'll disappear oh. except for their smiles. Yeah. Um, I like that can them. be scary, but don't worry, it's just a dream. Yes. Um that's scary. What else? Uh, I like drinking water. Oh. Um, tea is really good. That's okay. Um, coffee is really good. I do like coffee. Um, I like to go to the movies. Uh, I saw Mission Impossible you. Fallout. I, I saw a new thing, Eric, with the movie pass. Now the movie pass, you only get three movies a month. Also, each day, you can only go to see certain movies, and those certain movies, you can only see certain times. It's going down. Mm -hmm. Out of business uh, really soon, I bet you. Um, That's another thing about me that you should know. I did see Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, They did a good job of uh, flying helicopters, except for when they weren't in the air anymore. And for those who've seen the movie, you know exactly what I mean. I don't Um, know. 
uh, what else about me? Um, dogs are cool too. Yeah. Um, they like treats. Yeah. They like eating they things like off treats. the ground. Yes, they, they like do. wagging their tails. They like uh, chasing squirrels. Yeah, fun stuff. Um, what, what, oh, so you know what? When you come home, they act like they like you. That's kind of what I like about dogs. What's something else about me uh, that I can I, I expose to the world? Um, uh, uh, I need to do laundry. Um, <laughs> I don't have a washer dryer in my mm. uh, apartment unit, that so sucks. I have to walk a uh, half mile to do laundry. That so that's suck. usually why I put it off. Um, later tonight, I'm probably going to take a shower. Do one in the um, shower. Sp- uh, spark up, um, drink some <laughs> lemon LaCroix, oh. um, watch some Mad Men, and uh, think to myself... Lemon LaCroix sounds a lot like it would be like a, a goalie for possibly the, the Blackhawks. Lemon, right? lemon LaCroix <laughs> in that tonight. Uh, I, I, what a wonderful world. Yeah. So, shout out to the Get Fresh crew. He's doing All right. See you later. See you later. There you go. Jolly Drew. I love Jolly Drew. And we're going to continue on. Eric, we have got the rant race back on the podcast. Uh, It it may be a coincidence. I've noticed. It's when Luke, Hollywood kid, went on vacation. Uh, But he's back, Eric. He's back. And we're remaining on. The we're we remaining on the regular podcast. He sent me uh, what says the Hollywood Kid's shortest rant and rave yet. Now, does that mean that this is possibly fifty-seven minutes? Forty minutes as yeah. the shortest is it? No, it is not. He 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 reeled it back. We're gonna have to see what happens. I am gonna guess we're gonna get three mentions of Long Island Ice Teas and possibly an ending with at my least four academia. minutes of my hero academia, which will be preceded by the idea of Jim will now turn up. I don't know. He's been a little off on you. Haven't heard any of his because I've been doing them on the uh, Patreon. You don't think I? You don't think I listen to them all on yeah, the Patreon? Yeah, don't put think into that sense. I know you're not listening to him. Don't even pretend. Well, I'm not Don't on pretend. The Patreon, Jim. Oh, I that can't. is true. I forgot. Only the cellar dweller is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that means that you cannot hear these things. Only the cellar dweller. He doesn't give me his hashtag Patreon feed. problems. Is what I say here. <laughs> but here is the Hollywood kid. Walk. And I'm glad he's back. I, I love the intro too. Uh, hey, Luke, I have to tell you, you. You astound me and profi- – I'm, I'm just – I'm at a loss where during the week of, of work, I do try to get my Hollywood kid voice down. And, I, and Eric says I, I can't do it. <laughs> I keep trying. It's about as good as his Lucy and hey Desi. There, Lucy, what's going on? I don't know that, Desi. Hey, stop it. There you go. It's a little role reversal, Eric. <laughs> what is this? The vice versus – there we go. Here we go. Well, I'm going to get it down eventually, Eric. You're not giggling, so we're going to move on. We're going to move on, then. I know what you're doing, because after Luke, uh, you know, as we record, as the recording goes, uh, we'll be able to now end the week of recording, and you don't like this, me extending it, but that only means I'm going to keep extending it. you got to learn the game. I'm like, Damien, Eric, you're fucking trying me here. You know? Ooh, they got new transformers. Oh, next thing you know, here. all of a sudden, hey! Dear Fonzie, sit on it. You ain't got no cools. Hey, what are you saying? It's not true. I look, look, 
There you go. There you go. Happy to say. Right now, I'm telling my one horror oh, group that I'm see? on Facebook and, with and what you movie know what? I'm going to watch say tonight. That, and all Ooh, that Jeff. does is anger everyone because that means you're not paying attention. That, there you go, Damien. That's why you don't ask him how his day I'll is. I'm paying attention to Luke. I'm just not going to pay attention to you. Go. Oh, so then when you go on your fucking rant and raves about your goddamn triple changes, there you go. I'm going uh-huh. to join your same group and I'm going to bring it down. I'm going to burn that fucking group to the ground in fighting out the wazoo and you know i can do it if i can find out what it is you know it here we go here goes hollywood kid what's up by the way eric i was there i'm not even gonna interrupt here we go (laughs) weird science coming (laughs) at you live back at it again coming at you live that's pretty good, right? If I actually listen to him, I think I can get it down. But yeah, here we go. Bro, I, actually, this isn't him. It's me, Eric. I fooled you. I fooled all of you. You're lying. All of you. I was away in Wexford. You know what a crack. It's your boy. He sounds depressed. <laughs> he really does, doesn't he? The Hollywood kid. Well, he's back from vacation. Yeah, he's back yeah, to real that's life. That's true. That's true. He's one of those guys. Boy, I just got back from vacation. I need a vacation from the vacation. I hate that too. I hate yeah, I hate those are the guys that go on seven vacations a year too. They go places that we'll never ever get to go. Oh my goodness. No. That two months in Hawaii. Oh my god, it was more like work. Yeah, really? Yeah, you bet you're gonna be Shut working and getting my fist out of your fucking face in a minute. You're gonna be a triple change <laughs> too. Triple change. Real quick, buddy. How's she cutting? Um what is the crack? It's been a while. Uh, a little birdie told me that uh, <laughs> the random raves are are moved on to the main podcast. A little birdie, yeah, sure he knows, right? Again, so you know, I'll Who's try to make this to one. Who the fuck is talking? Birdies get stitches, is what I say. <laughs> uh, nice and quick, but you know, uh, no promises. Uh, you know, <laughs> no. That's just the way it is. But um, Eric has no idea how long this is. He has no idea, and he he. Uh... It's not that long. Sure, look. Oh, uh, I got to give... Oh, I, know. Uh, I do oh, know how long it is. A big shout-out to the triumphant return of uh, Jolly Drew onto the Rant Rays. Awesome, right? Very, I was very happy. And not only did we get the return of Jolly Drew, we also got... Uh, a brand new Rant and Rave as well. Brand new Rant and Raver in the form of... Uh, the Louisiana the kid. Louisiana kid. I guarantee. Uh, who <laughs> my hero macadamia. I guarantee my hero macadamia. Drew, uh, and he likes uh, macadamia nuts. Yes. Which is very good. I'm not he much doesn't. of a nutty guy, to be honest. Like I like nuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah says you. you. We, we've heard you, buddy. <laughs> Do you like macadamia nuts? I actually have I no idea what them. they are off the top of my head. You know what they sure are? I do. Damn expensive. That's what they are. That's one of the things I'm allowed oh, to eat. Oh, you know eat. what? I do. Because, you know how I know I like it? Because I like macadamia yeah, nut cookies. Yeah, I love macadamia nuts. Uh, they're very... I don't think I've ever just had a macadamia nut. I went to get some the other day. Yeah, I went to, to get some the other day. That's a, it's a very low-carb nut, Eric. And uh, I went to get them, and boy, they're, they're pretty pricey. And I know for a fact that if I get those, I'll get three nuts, and then they'll get eaten by my kids. So I'm like, I'm not playing that game. Mm-hmm. I got pecans instead. And I don't really, I don't oh, really like pecans. I really don't. So I gave them to my kids. Yeah. I like pecans when they're in that's pie true. form. That's true. I do like pecan pie, but that's a very sweet pie, so that's why I like it. Oops. I, I wouldn't just be like, oh, I'll, I'll have the nuts. Oh, my you know, nut I'll... eating has to be consisting of some <laughs> yeah, kind of really. pastry. The, the nut, it needs a some vehicle. Kind of it needs good. a vehicle to get near things such as a pastry <laughs> or pie. Uh, well, like peanuts. How do you like, how do you like your peanuts? So I like my peanuts. peanuts yeah, I, I like them in, in a payday. That's how I like my peanuts. <laughs> 
assaulted people. I, I never liked payday bars as a kid. I love them now. I, I am actually addicted to payday. I can't eat them now. It is one of my favorite candies. Last time you had an almond. Last Halloween, I had a bunch yeah, of almond joys. You'll never hear me say that. I hate almond yeah. joys. I hate almonds. But they don't give out mounds, and I want some goddamn candy I know, but they do bars. now. They do have a fun-sized mounds, and I do love them. Not when I go trick-or-treating, they don't. I don't a lot of mounds. That's, I told you. I told you before. It's, uh, Almond Joy rules the roost. Uh, it's Almond. See, the story is I'm mounds going trick-or-treating. You're, you're mad because they have the trick-or-treat candy out already. That's nonsense. But it also is you just eating it. Mad. Now. Hey, about? You were saying the other day you thought it was ridiculous. Now, no, it just made me depressed mm. because I didn't mm. have any kids show up at my door mm. when I bought a bunch of candy. True. And I ended up eating it all myself because I'm a big fatty Jeb. Fatty. I can't get to the soundboard. I'm just going to do my own soundboard. Fatty. Did that sound pretty good? This is my chance. <laughs> to be honest, like I like no- big fat slob. Nuts. Oh no! I, I would just worse. be like, I'll, I'll have some nuts. You know, I well, like peanuts, salted peanuts. They're pretty nice. Yeah. The, the staple that. of the the bar, yeah. uh, or the pub. Uh, you know, the the pub grub. I don't have nuts in my bars. No, I've seen the people there. You're you're, you're mistaken. Oh wee! <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, like, you know. Uh, Your bar. When was like the last time you went? You've been there like three like times in ago, seven years. Ago. Your bar. You'd go in. It's the place that nobody knows you. Is what that bar is. You go in there like no, no, no. Nobody knows. Nobody knows Eric Shea. Like if there's nuts in something. Why are we? But he's gonna why are we interrupting Luke so much? He's gonna get so angry at us. Well, like chocolate bars and nuts. That's that's nuts. That's nuts. <laughs> He's with you. That was unintentional. Uh, you know, like, no, 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 <laughs> that don't be nuts. doing that. That's bad stuff. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, I, I did see uh, a hint of shade being thrown from the Louisiana, from the Louisiana kid. Oh. Uh, a hint of shade. A little. I think the whole thing <laughs> I think we we were under the biggest oak there was because uh, he was he was given out the- Actually I know who the Louisiana kid is and who did that and there was no shade intended he actually loves you But uh you know the Rant and Raves got moved over to their own show cuz some uh, some yoke was doing 40 minute long <laughs> Rant oh and Raves God. but like you know Last time I checked, uh, Johnny Drew forgot how to do a rant and rave, so you know <laughs> I don't see why he's throwing shades. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Are you opening? Uh, he's opening up the the veil of the the thing here. Mm. Uh, no, 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 no shade being thrown to, to Johnny Drew. I love that. You know, I, I'm always like, who makes me smile more? Who makes me smile more, Rob Lewis or Johnny Drew? Johnny Drew or Rob Lewis? Uh, and why aren't I in this equation? Or, sure, Rob why, Lewis doesn't why need directions are, around why his aren't city. Why are I in this, this fucking equation here? This is bullshit. Up, this Jim. is bullshit. The answer is both. They yeah, both they are make both. me smile equally. Yep. How do you like them? Uh- Rob sends us uh, pictures uh, <laughs> of his work nights, and I'm telling you, Rob, it makes me smile so much when he's like, here's my work uh, and night, and these weird makes, science it, it he's watching. It makes me smile, too, because the thing is, it looks like the best job ever, but I know how terrible his job can be, and I yeah. thank God that he doesn't send us and those I, pictures. He does send me those. I got a picture the other day of a oh. guy tra- traipsing fucking dog shit all through fucking Capitol Hill. Uh, yeah. He sent me that picture, <laughs> and we both, I'm like, how dare 
Yeah, I'm telling you, it's like the scene. It, it, it ended up being I'm Eric Stoltz, he's John Travolta. We're talking about the car being um, How dare he mess with your city hall? Yeah. What kind of animal does that? <laughs> but we were going back and forth. But when he sends us, he does send, like, here's my work night, and it's a lethal weapon, too. He's got on. I'm like, you are a modern day Ferris Bueller, you son of a bitch. You, you're living the life. I get so excited. Apple spoosh. Yeah, that's the crack. Boosh. It's Saturday morning. <laughs> Uh, so I'm not drinking. I'm not that bad. I'm always... hey, so you're saying you don't live in Buffalo? Saturday afternoon, actually. It's like <sighs> it's like half one. So it's probably, you know, after lunch, you're drink all right to have a drink, I'd say. You know, it depends what you're drinking, of course. But, you know, that's just the way it is. Um, is. Milk. But, uh, yeah, no, so it's nowhere near uh, NCBD. It's like the the as far away as you can get yes. from NCBD. Uh, and I don't even have any new books. I'm very behind. Uh, you know, you go on a holiday and and the books keep on coming out, and you're like, "Oh, slow uh, down." I wouldn't know. And the next thing you know, you're like a month yeah. behind. I don't know. Uh, I just read. I read. I tell you what. I I read. I kept up with the podcast, uh, and and the last couple of weeks have been a bit down. And I was like, "Oh, geez, the, the guys yeah. are very down." I wonder if the books are bad. I start reading the books. I'm like, "Hmm." I can see why. Yeah. Batman 51. Holy moly. That poor... Uh, that poor and, this is what, and it's not getting mad at him. This is what gets me mad when people are like, oh man, you're such a negative... And I'm like, really? Please say a complete sentence. Not this goobly cook at the end. And they're like, yeah, well, you say... And I don't know what's going on. What the fucking language are you talking here, pal? And I say, that's the crack. Your pants is what I say. But people who... They're afraid to actually admit when there's a down week i mean there there are down weeks there's up and down and yet you say well i didn't like this week this week My well gosh. i guess you didn't read the wonder woman's i'm like no no i read every one there i read the wonder woman's and then they're like oh well negative i'm like i don't know what where are we talking from i don't know what country you're please Block and send this guy like, to the morgue. You're nonsense. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I'll see you there. Do. I don't know what's going on. And then I say, Listen, Tanya, this is stop talking to me, we Tanya. Work yeah. all the time. Mm, there was the joke. It's Tanya that's saying. No, I just, yeah, people, if things are <laughs> not great, if you're upset with things, you can admit it. It doesn't make you less a fan. In my mind, it actually shows that you're a true fan, that you actually can get upset about something that you love. This is where I told Eric, I'm talking to these people, and it led to blocks, and they're blocking me, whatever. We're building buildings with all these blocks that were going on that were thrown around. So I say to Eric, like, it's going to get to a point where you're there, and you have a quarterback who ends up throwing seven interceptions. You have Johnny Manziel, his CFL debut. He had four interceptions. This is sports talk, Eric. Just come down and he threw four interceptions in his debut people are booing and you, ha- you probably have people how dare you he's a sensitive guy out there and he's dead no no in sports at least my last bastion of being a real fan where somebody sucks and does bad you can boo him and call him a bum maybe worse you know you don't want to you know be hateful in that way but you can still criticize by booing and getting angry and all this in this comic world now you say somebody oh i think that was a seven out of five 
a 7 out of 10, 7 out of 5, a 7 out of 10. They're like, how dare you be that? Be, be, be. The one guy down there, and uh, this guy, I, I'm telling you, I cannot stand him. I can't stand him. This guy is always arguing with people, but then gets mad that you're arguing with him. And, and I said, some of these books aren't the greatest. I, you know, they could even be garbage. I said that that James Robinson run on Wonder Woman was complete garbage. You can't say that. He's going to get upset. You know, he really? He's going to get upset, is he? Well, he's upset me enough. Eh, garbage. And then they're, oh, how dare you be so insulting. And that's what I said. Yeah, I'll, I'll do like the French. Lace garbage. Now get out of my face, buddy. And Get out of here. He's blocked, Eric. <laughs> I don't let that right now. Remember that guy. That guy's such a jerk. I hate him. Everybody in the Slack, you know who I'm talking about. John really does. He got blocked, too. Eh, really, you blocked me. You know what you did? You did me the biggest favor you've ever done anybody. I don't have to see your nonsense. Didn't do me he ends up favor. fucking tagging me on shit, too, and then gets mad if I don't agree with him. That day is over. It's over, Eric. I don't have to deal with it. But Jim Warner does to eh, me. Really? Here's a day, yeah, 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 and and when did it become? Uh, when me and you grew up back in the thirties, you you could say to a uh -huh. man, you know, hey, I don't agree with what you're gonna say, what you're doing, and and you're you're risking the the he might punch you, right? You might get punched. And I'm saying for real, when yeah. we were kids. When we're kids, you're out on the playground. Somebody says, "Hey, I hate Star Wars." I'm like, "There's fighting words." You start arguing, but. It was kind of the fun thing to do. The fun thing was, this is why things like a which is better, Star Wars or Star Trek? Who do you like more, Luke or Han? Now, like all these things, they came about because people used to talk that. Now you say that and it becomes people are blocking you and, and they're mad. And well, I'm telling you, I remember when my father asked me who would win in a fight, Robocop or Terminator. I, t I said Robocop. He stopped picking yeah, me up Yeah, well, that's what happened. That might not have exactly been the reason, but we can go with that. <laughs> no, it was like when Alex was little, my son Alex, oldest son, and he was in a Pokemon. He'd say to me, like, who would win, Charizard or Squirtle? Now, we all know Charizard would win. We do. And I'd say, Charizard? But well, he's weak he would just water, Jim. I'd go, Charizard? And you go, Squirtle. Or have a Goldeen uh, versus Mewtwo. I mean, there, there's not going to be any, anything I picked. He'd say the opposite, but we'd have fun. And people were able to do, and, and with less information at your fingertips, people seem to know more. I don't understand it. Yeah. Luke, what are you doing to me? Did he even start this? I don't even know. Here we go. Back to, back to Luke. You started right fucking disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> and then something happened. We started talking about something football. Clicked. Oh my God, we gotta something went to wrong in my on. brain. I never saw it coming. Uh, but, uh, you know, some of uh, the... Uh, they're not too bad, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I don't remember what he was talking about. I'm sorry, Luke. I got I got Doomsday Clock. Uh, I'm gonna read that after this, so I'm looking forward to that. And oh, Just Leave Dark. I'm looking forward to that as well. Okay. Uh, but uh, well, I don't know when did that came out? Is that weeks. like two weeks ago now? Yeah. Three weeks. Two weeks ago, I, I believe. Know. So I'm a bit behind. Um, but we got that fifth week coming up Eric's in a August. Big behind. Uh, yeah, in a couple of weeks. I'm just looking at my calendar. <laughs> behind at all? It's just uh, back so, um, no legs. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully. There's the door slam. I'm going to get them all down. I don't need the sound. I'm going to be the human beatbox of soundboards, Eric. I plan to catch up by then because, you know, on the fifth week, you know, nothing comes out. Well, you get them like um, Hong Kong Fury versus uh, all the DC Universe. But, um, yes. you know, uh, I don't really be reading them. So, uh, you know. No. Uh, I'll catch up then. That's the plan anyway. Uh, but from the sounds of cheese, I was listening to the podcast this week. Holy moly. <laughs> 
Jim sounded like he was about to jump off a bridge. Oh my god. I wonder what he's what he is he gonna think that? now? <laughs> in the middle of his memory. The the books must not be That's why they don't allow bridges in Quakertown, Eric. It's not here. You can't have them here. Uh, but we it's always now I, I will admit we are going through a, a, a rocky patch, uh, which is very rocky and uh, it's a it's more like a cliff and we've just fallen off. The I told Jess right this morning. Now. That's what you told Jess every morning. <laughs> She's like Well that's like she says I love you, I think we're going through a rocky <laughs> I patch. Don't think this is working out. And that's it, Tanya, when we get in an argument, she gets crazy. She's like, you know, I don't think this is working. I'm like, what, what, now or the last fucking 20-some years? I mean, narrow it down, please, because, uh, you know, you got to be a little more, you know, succinct here. I don't know what you're talking about. And then she starts yelling crazy stuff, and then, then I have to call the police, and she gets taken away, Eric, is how it happens. But it, right now, no. she's she's passed out now uh, because she ended up cl- – I told you. So you can say like what you want. I got you. For, with no sleep, cleaning weird things mm. i mean i know the house is not the great we have a lot of kids in this house but you're ending up you know washing the toothbrushes you got some problems there you got some problems that you got to work through yeah. now in terms of the books but uh you know for every cliff there's like a uh another cliff, a valley a long, of, uh, uh, the, for every cliff, cliff there's a long way down into a spiraling uh fucking bunch of Good i books, don't know, you know rocks uh, so hopefully we'll get into the valley we were on the cliff and we'll... I thought the valley was supposed to be the down. not valley either. <laughs> Valleys get flooded and then you got to climb out of them. I don't yeah, need that shit. True. I don't like to go to valleys. We'll sail on into the valley of the good books soon enough. That's... Especially because around here it's the Lehigh Valley. And we don't like that area, right, Eric? We're not down with that Lehigh Valley. No, it's... No, no, it's not like they, they, It's so funny, and like we end up in the Lehigh Valley, which is about 20 minutes away, and they look at us like we're the jerks. It's the plan. Uh, and you know, or you know, alternatively, uh, I think a very good idea that Jim was having was to talk about the old books that we like, because you know, uh-huh, even if the new books aren't good, you always got the old books, and the old books will always be there, you know. Yes, so they will. you can you can read the old books, like for it's like when you have problems and you always have your dad there, right, Eric? Right, <laughs> <laughs> the old daddy. He's me. Same with me. Example. You could read some kind. You know, my dad never knew we had a podcast or a website. Uh, when he died, he still didn't Fine know. Well, yours, yours went a little bit before, but we were going. I said he, he pretty much I said goodbye to him in, in a not so nice way when we were on Evine Live. We were plenty into the deal yeah. uh, when that went on. And yeah, I didn't bother telling him. I knew that he'd just get me upset and I'd have to quit because he would tell me it's nonsense. Yeah. Kyle Rayner, which Kyle Rayner, guaranteed. Yeah to be a good time uh, spoken from experience and with that I, I did throw it out there to the people in the slack but it really if you want to get a hold of me anybody can be involved uh, I'm, we're going to set up a day where it is old school reviews I'm actually going to do some Chuck Dixon Nightwing stuff but we're going to go issue per issue uh, just to have some more things That's just, no, I'm not going with that uh, Just so, and maybe I'll get to that but uh, <laughs> just so that we'll have more yeah. of things each day on the, the site for people to go read but I do want to go where people People are telling me, oh, you, you're so miserable. People do. And I say, well, please, stop with this. And then they say, why don't you quit reading comics? No, that's not the case. We're not going to do that. If you would love that, you know, go fuck yourself. It's not happening. But maybe going back and reading some of our favorite character stuff will kind of reinvigorate things. Or it will just depress us more of what we're getting now. But we're going to have that. If you go to the site regularly, you'll find out soon uh, what day. i got to figure that all out. But uh, that's something that's going to be going on. But if you you want to get involved get a hold of me period so um me. you know you, you could you yeah. could check that out especially because 
from the looks of it, um, fucking what's it called? The Heroes in Crisis. My boy Kyle Rayner has uh He's got he's got a big X on his head. Yes, X he does. marks the spot of some Bullseye. lad who might die. Shit, your mouth, God, If they if he ends up killing off Booster Gold, like this is the other thing I don't understand. Why anybody would want to do this? Why are we getting these stories where the big thing is a character dying and not something you know? I'm not a positive guy, but still. And, Lucky you yeah, ever always, get even get to see the just, characters yeah, but live, just, yeah, Jim. Really, they're dying to help. They're dying to be heroes. They've never lived. But when, when you end up killing a character off like this as just your play to do this for your story, you are going to upset so many people. And I just – I'm to the point where Tom King just – Tom King has proven changes. that he just doesn't care. He, he doesn't care. And it's not a good doesn't care. It's not a, hey, I'm not going to go with current trends. It's like – I. It's not like a no, Nirvana doesn't it's care more what we're doing. A, I, I want people to be upset. It's almost like Grant Morrison when he was ending Batman Incorporated and people were like, you can't possibly kill Damon. You just watch. He'll Suck just it. watch me is what he said. And uh, it's I don't like the tone of how it's being portrayed. Almost like, a, hey, one of these characters are going to die. And you know what? Fuck you if you like them. It, it really comes off like a really spiteful Why thing. Why would they say that? I'm just, it really comes off more spiteful than anything else to me. He's not going to kill off Booster Gold, probably, because he's going to... No, it's going to be Kyle. ...nonsense ways. But if Tom King ends up killing off my boy Kyle Rayner, I'll never Gold, read anything. I'll just be like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? It's so funny. They go, we're live. We're live in Leak Slip. Kyle Rayner has just died. We're talking to the biggest fan of Kyle Rayner, Luke Hollywood. What do you say about that? What are you doing? That's all he says. <laughs> what are you doing? Holy moly. Oh, and holy moly. He's going to kill off my hero academia then. And that'll just be, uh, there's <laughs> no point. Oh, please, then he's my hero. Torn to tell. I don't know. That's the crack. I don't, like, I don't have any books to talk about, you know. <laughs> or I, all the old. Uh, you know what? I I did. Um, I when I was in the holidays, uh, I was on the beach, and then I was looking at the. Well, I, the guy came back from Italy to go on holiday, Eric. I you know, know. there's no Wi-Fi on the beach, uh, but I was. Oh. Oh, oh, oh my no. goodness! How dare they on that Where did beach? They get off? <laughs> really? Looking on the on the DC app on the comics, yeah. and uh, I it said, uh, "Big summer, bad guy, beach blow, beach blanket, blanket special." Ball, oh, yeah, I want no parts yeah. of that. Blowout summer special, uh, yeah. ten euro, and I was like, you know what? I'm on the beach. Uh, so he is gonna t- <laughs> go swimming, he, motherfucker. He's gonna say he read this and almost killed himself. It was one of the most depressing books I've ever read. Some of these stories. I give it a go. It's ten year old. How how bad can it be? Oh, it was pants. <laughs> how bad can it be? Oh God. <laughs> um, yeah. You know there was Eric no fucking beaches no in idea. that book. Zero out of ten. No, I don't want to know. Zero out of ten. Um, big load of nonsense. Wow. <laughs> I hope that the Halloween special was better than this. It was. Oh, God. Uh, oh, and I, <laughs> I'm telling you, Eric, it was so bad. I also kept up with Just League, and Just League's fucking great. I love Just League. Right. Just League's probably my favorite book coming out right now. Uh, shout out to shout out to Dancing Mike. <laughs> but yeah, that's the crack. He Seven minutes. Shimon. Holy moly. This has got to be the shortest rant rave the Hollywood kid has ever done. What's the crack, Eric? Eric, I hear you playing with Transformers there, you son of a bitch! Eric? I can hear it! Eric, uh, how's it going? <laughs> I haven't heard you in a while. Uh, uh, you know, 
keep keep it up with the with the Transformers. You know, I saw that were... He's playing Why? with them right now. Don't give him that. <laughs> At least a load of new ones in SDCC. But Jim didn't talk about that. You know, Jim, you did like uh, two whole episodes on yep. the SDCC, and I love the okay. I love the news podcast. But yeah. you know, you forgot to talk about the Transformers and. You forgot to talk about the My Hero Academia. I don't know what he's talking about here. Comic news. Yeah, so, like, really, you know, that's the two most important pieces of news. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, th- those pages must have just fallen out of the nah. script. I'm not sure. But, you know, you know, as for My Hero Academia, there's been so much news that I don't even know where to start. So, I'll just, if you want to know more, just go on to my Twitter. Because I just retweet anything that has My Hero Academia on it. Filling up all your timelines with my... I'll never go there, Eric. Actually, (laughs) the news is the, you know, some big stuff. Not these Transformers nonsense. Hey, on the news front, I wanted to tell you, the whole thing was, I had this whole thing up, I actually picked this Transformer up, and I wasn't even playing with it. I just actually happened to hit it with my finger. I was just holding it in my hand. (laughs) You're also resting your eyes over there? Are we going to tell all the lies? No, I'm telling you, I actually had this thing up. I'm waiting to tell you for like this whole goddamn thing where they have Johnny Sacco and oh, his really? flying robot complete now series on interest. DVD now. Now you have my interest there. I like Johnny yeah. <laughs> I love the you, sound effects of the giant robot. I love the way the giant robots sound, the, the sounds of him moving. Giant robot, let's go! <laughs> He'd do those crazy moves. I loved him. And then that actually, yeah, I had... boy died in a car accident. Did he? Yeah, I didn't really like him. Uh, it was more for the giant robot. Uh, you know, him, you like the him, robot. him and Froggy can go fuck themselves. I'm in for the big deal. <laughs> I'm in for Fat Spanky and the goddamn giant robot. Uh, I went from that. And that's that's old school. I mean, Johnny Sacco and his flying robot is very old school. I almost bought it at the video. I, I loved today. it. And I went from that into Ultraman, which was kind mm-hmm. of a pretty cool progression. And then I kind of just got out of it. And this should have led me into Transformers. It should have led me into a – it would probably cross the deal of – Probably it's the well, Power Rangers. It would cross into the deal with Power Rangers. But Godzilla stuff makes real sense in that as well. Well, and that's uh, when I ended yeah. up seeing it because I was buying some that's Godzilla thing. clips. And I I never went to any. I stopped. That road ended, and I just I went to Star Blazers though, and then that kind of ended, and then then I realized yeah. the ladies did not like that stuff, Eric. It's kind of like how you went with comics, and then I went to. Well, that's the thing. I actually ended up when I was in the back barns. I had a bunch of like different shops had all these comic books. I'm like, I had that at one point. What? Do you still have it? No, I've gone through a lot of times where I thought I was going to be cool that year yeah. in high school and got. Yeah, I, I, I it ended didn't up. Work out it for took me. me too longer. I went to college and said, you know what, Jim, you're going to reinvent yourself. Grow yourself a goddamn yeah, yourself here. a goddamn mullet and started drinking. That's what I did. And then I'm yeah. like, this isn't working. And then the one guy said, "You did you have a sweet soul patch?" No, I, I would never do that. Huh. What do you think I am, Sprechensy Deutschbank? I ended up though. <laughs> then the guy's like, "Hey, we should start a band. You can get a lot of chicks." I'm like, "I am in." And then then Jim was reinvented, Eric. There you go. That was the reinvention. A Jim Warner reborn happened, and that worked out for me for a little. I hear Academia. Jim Warner, rockstar. Yeah. Um, Mullet. Oh, I, think- I was told a lot of times that I look like a young Andre Agassi, Eric. So take that. Oh. Take that. Not an old Andre Agassi. That's what I look like now. <laughs> the young one, Eric. Hey, what though? Volume 14 of the manga came out this week. Uh, and I was very surprised because usually. Uh, like we get. Stuff- Andre Agassi, I just think of that. Stuff in Ireland, like three years after everybody else. 
but uh, Volume 14 came out, um, and I, I went into oh, the yes, shop. Yes, we had that. Yes. I'm sure it was on, on the... I had the exact hairdo. It's, it's embarrassing to <laughs> even think about it now. Shelf. So was, I had... Oh, that's a cool hairdo. Then? I don't know. Maybe it'll make a comeback sometime. I'll grow that shit out again. Three days. Picked it up. I had this hairdo two bing. months ago. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it after <laughs> I read... Oh, well, I've already read it, but I'm going to exactly. reread it after uh, I read all these nonsense comic books. Fucking all these, all these, all these doomsday clocks getting in the way of my mangas, but uh, you know that's that's the plan anyway. So uh, yeah, that's the crack. It's been the Hollywood kid. That is uh, the crack. I'll probably, you know, I, you know, I, I'm gonna have to catch up on my reading, and then I might send in another rant and rave. But sure, you know, good to hear everybody's doing well. <laughs> yeah. Except for oh, the great. books and Jim and Eric, they're going shite. But uh, you know, did he just say we're going shite, Eric? <laughs> we're sure gonna right. have to I've start throwing for, for weeks yeah, now. Really, I wish I could. I've been eating too much cheese. Things are backed up down there. It's, it's trouble. Uh, there's Gross. some construction going on, it seems, and then the traffic's being diverted. Oh, the right raves are... Well, from what I found out from all the hot wings today, all you need is some hot yeah, sauce. Yeah, that might come do out it. That man, that's pretty much, you know... Carb free. I'm in. Got LeBron James uh, oh. today, so you know the Rat Rays are going LeBron stronger James. than ever. Uh, and you know that's that's the crack. So <laughs> I'm gonna so go bad. watch the new My Academia episode. LeBron James. <laughs> I'm just gonna do my LeBron James. Look at all those chickens. And I'll, uh, what's how do I end? Y'all see the say yeah. Y'all see the say yeah. I can do that pretty good. Actually, I pretty can good. do that, right? The guy is drunk. There we go. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Exo. Exo. There you go. Exo. That's pretty good, too. I, I have worked on that because they're... You are a regular... I told you I am. Uh, I am uh, the, the local uh, Power 99 FM, the station that I listened to as a kid. They have a guy who's on all the time. I think I told this story, but it still cracks me up, where they play the nonsense horn. And this guy comes on, and he just comes on, and he is shot out of a cannon. And they're always having a show. They're always having a show from a strip club. So it starts out, he's like, yo, 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 if you want to go down to, you know, Jezebels, you come down, I'm going to give you a bottle, a table, and a dance. And it keeps going. Tanya heard this. Oh, yeah, a table, a bottle, and a dance. I don't know how good Ooh, it can wait. be. And it just keeps yelling. It's like, yo, man, my man, Iceman's here on the, the DJ mix. And they keep doing that. Tanya's in the car. Who the fuck is honking at us? She keeps yelling. <laughs> hey, shut up, baby. Uh, yes, but that is Luke, and that's the end of a very extended, because of me, uh, rant and rape. So I forgive everybody who uh, I drive nuts, including Eric, but we're going to go and finish up the podcast with a couple books. Are we going to go to Club Risque? Get a Yo, table? you get a table, a bottle, and a dance. There you go. <laughs> Me and Rafe run around saying that. That's why I can do the sound effect. There you go. So we'll be back in a second. <laughs> Now here's Eric, and he's talking all about DC. Now here's Eric, and he's talking all about DC. Eric Shea will throw it down. His reviews are strong and sound. His scores are much better than Jim's, you'll see. He will tell us all about DC. Sure will. So tell us all about DC. He's doing this section on Eric Shea. 
All right, we're back. It's weird. You got greedy uh, at the end. It's weird. I heard one time uh, that that song played backwards. You get a couple bit of uh, you know secret messages. <laughs> secret messages, Eric. Though the I'm messages are not legend. backwards. Yes, I am. It's me starting an urban legend about that song as bad as me giving myself a nickname. Is that is yeah. that it, it is? Are no, you distracted? No, no. Are you distracted? No, I'm trying to think about. It. For some reason, I thought you were going to try to give myself a nickname. A nickname. Like, I, for some reason, nickname was not the thing on my mind. You said, uh, "What a handy J." What the hell do you think I, I was going to say? I from, don't the, know. from now on, you call me Kid Fantastic. That's what you're going to be doing. That's what you're going to do because you said that. I, I, I just don't understand that you thought I was. No, what dire- you didn't even know what direction that you thought I was going to yeah, go, but threw you me thought off for some there reason. was some. I, I had to stop and think about it. I thought Lady Jessica came in the room and was showing it. you notes like I get. And notes like, are you recording? Yes. Yes, I am. No. See, we have uh, the end of the the end of the books here. The end of the podcast. Now I've thrown myself off. The oh, whole man, thing is exploding. So you. Oh, my goodness. Kid Fantastic is not on his game right here. Um, we're going to end with three books. And if you're keeping score at home, which I know most are – you're going to be wondering where one of these books is, and you'll kind of get a chuckle of where it lies in the landscape that I like to call our podcast. Eric, talking about Immortal in, Men, right? No. In no. this spaceship I like to call Earth, playing this game of charades that I like to call Life. There you go, Eric. It's a little deep thoughts there. Deep thoughts with Kid Fantastic. Sure, deep KF. Deep thoughts with Kid Fantastic. My first deep thought is, if I went back to see if G- – I'm not even going to gay. No, <laughs> my, no. My classic it. story. How about this? Deep thoughts with uh, why are trailers played at the beginning of the movie, Eric? There you go. You said that today, you hack. There you go. Kid Fantastic. He tells things the way they're supposed to be told. He ain't going with no nonsense on the Twitters where somebody sits there and says, I love everything. You're killing it. Kid Fantastic shows up and says, if Man, they're killing so it, dope. if they're killing it, I want to see the chalk outline, buddy. Where is it? And then they don't say, what are you talking about? I say, Kid Fantastic is out. And then I leave there. And then Kid and Fantastic. Nobody knows what you're talking about. Kid Fantastic in my – he has wings. He flies away, Eric. He flies away, Kid Fantastic, while I sit there and do a magic trick that ends up me giving two fingers. There you go. This is Kid Fantastic talking now. Where are you getting uh, a handy J? Well, yeah, but from myself. Yeah, that's a handy <laughs> J. Uh, two ways uh, from Sunday. And so we're going to be doing these What's, books, but I may be doing it as Kid, Kid Fantastic. Kid Fantastic does not like when people are on Twitter and say nonsense. He is there as the Twitter police to put people in their place. Kid Fantastic. God I hate Twitter police. Keep talking. I, my fun. Keep talking right now. I am going to now create Kid Fantastic for Twitter because this needs to happen for me. Nobody else. And I ended up today. I got blocked by a guy today. Uh, or did Kid Fantastic. But I did get blocked that because this guy ends up – this guy's always the same. He goes and, and throws out these opinions of his, and if you disagree with him, now you're fighting and you're mean, oh, and that's rude, Jim. your opinion means nothing, but his is just an opinion, 
And he ended up, uh, you know, really throwing shade at John Wayne. I don't stand for that. This time, John Wayne didn't throw well, me John under Wayne the bus. John Wayne didn't realize that, that this guy was a man and a person. Well, yeah, then. afterwards, he said that he didn't like John Wayne because John Wayne <laughs> doesn't realize that he's a man. I, I, I don't and a know person. That, and I don't know that I would think that John Wayne would think of you as a person first, would not care, you know, what else is going on. You're a person. John Wayne's respect you. Even told the guy he did a good job at a review he did of the book that'll be at the end where this guy found nothing wrong with it until you point it out and then he tries to twist and turn this damn argument kid fantastic is not dealing with this you don't twist and turn kid fantastic kid fantastic is too on his game to do that he didn't like the idea that i said i don't like kid fantastic anymore this guy didn't like the idea that i said that the wonder woman uh run for a year has been garbage he said you shouldn't use that term that's That's nasty so then i said to him well we'll go with as the french say Uh, les garbage is what i said I said, let me use my L latrine. Is L part of that? I don't know what language I'm talking, Eric. Am I speaking? Throw lace in front. Am I speaking Esperanto, the language of Earth? That's the language of love. Do you know anything about Esperanto? Do you ever speak Esperanto? That was going to be the universal language. Isn't that that song that was No, no, that's Despacito. Uh, this was Esperanto. Esperanto. Oh, the, the, uh, it's the, the universal store, language Rave, Rave between style. me and Eric. No, it's, it's the universal language. They tried, to make, they tried to make one language uh, at one point. It, it did not take off. I liken it more to the metric system than anything else, and it just didn't work. But as you know, people love to talk languages that nobody would ever know, such as Klingon, such as weird science. Or, you know, <laughs> when you start – Kid Fantastic, you don't know what's going on. I, I think Kid Fantastic may uh, show up in a certain pseudo old time radio show eventually, but that's not what we're here to talk about either. Where's Daring I don't Dan? Even, I don't know how he's in space with the space police. Dan, They're right? having daring adventures with Daring Dan. <laughs> daring Dan does the things that not a normal normal men would not go where he goes. Right? Damn right, I'm not going to space. Hell no. Sideways number seven. Storytellers, Eric. Kenneth Rock storytellers, please. Kenneth Rockefeller and Dan DeDio. Art by Kenneth Rockefeller, Ivan Placencia, Dan Brown. Wasn't he the guy who wrote those novels, those damn, sure. uh, you know, those novels? And Travis Lanham. Sideways has been code? one of our... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. The Da Vinci Code. He, he, that sounded like you lit up. Are you smoking again? Are you smoking? No, I, I just I kind of... I slid out of Transformers' legs. Yeah. How dare you? Pay attention. Get the reading, monkey. Kid Kid Fantastic ain't dealing with no Transformers. He's going to transform your face (laughs) into a bloody pulp is what he's transforming. It's going to be a triple change, let me tell you. Sideways is one of our favorite. It's the third one where it goes back to normal. (laughs) Oh, no. No, it gets more beat up. It doesn't come back from the triple change. Sideways has been one of our favorite New Age books, and while the issue has some things to get excited about, it was really taking a dandadio left turn. And I'm worried we're about to get away from the things that made me like this at the start. Seven soldiers are are cool, but them and some of the references are dated, and I really feel like old Danny Boy may not have an understanding of what people are into nowadays. He's really – he has a book that is – it's going to fail – on the idea of, you know, sideways. Well, it's going to fail he, with that. He knows it's going to fail, so he's failing up now. Well, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is It's what bringing in the seven soldiers will not help this book. What will help it is that annual is co-written by Grant Morrison. But even yeah. then, people are just going to jump on for that, and it's going to be I nonsense. I think people you know are going to know, and they're not going to jump on. 
Well, it's going to be – oh, people are already saying. I, I've already seen people talking down at the rec center. That's all they people talk like about. No, talk. I, I, see, I see a lot on Twitter already where they announced that. And when the solicits came out and that came out, like, hey, people didn't even say. They were giving misinformation as well because they're like, oh, man, Grant Morrison's jumping on sideways. But as far as we know, it's just the annual. Yeah. You had that big, you know, big to-do of, oh, man, he's bringing back the new 52 action comic Superman. But it's more of a multiverse thing. So you have all these things that were talked about. But the book in general, just all or of dark these new multiverse age. Thing. Yeah, all these new age of heroes, things that they were a gimmick to start with. And now when you're getting these later issues, a lot of them have not really evolved into their own thing enough. And where all of a sudden I, you're changing shit up. This is a desperation move. Or like you said, and which I agree, because when Immortal Men was announced as canceled, James Tynan came out and said, listen, it's been going a while. We knew it was going to get canceled. We had a, you know, an idea of, well, maybe we won't cancel it. We'll just delay it or get somebody yeah. else to write it. And we decide it. So it seems like the writing's on the wall. I do think that this is, and Dan DeDio, when he does write things like Forever People, you know, all that nonsense. Phantom Stranger. Yeah. When he knows shit is going down, like he'd be the first to know. I mean, the guy is a head honcho. He knows. I think he knows already that this is going to end at 12 and he's going to he's going to have fun now. He's going to have yeah. characters he likes. He's going to do this all nonsense. The only I would... problem is that ever since Metal started, we have these writers who come out, even like Steve Orlando, like what we had with Wonder Woman this week where they're talking about the old Aztec yeah. and that Uno, I'm like, Uno I think wasn't that, yeah. part of this continuity. Oh, yeah, really I think that it's one of those where – Wonder Woman should have no idea about – here we have yeah. Shiloh Norman, you know, the yeah. other Mr. Miracle. The other Mr. There's Miracle. no reason that Shiloh Norman yep. should unless, be in either. Unless what we see is there's still a way to wrap around because they are in this weird deal where they're looking at like almost like a mystical vision to see what – I, I think they're from the multiverse. I think that this is a multiversal thing. They're going. They do have to find. The uh, part is, we've seen the Bulleteer before in Blue I Beetle. Know. And there's Clarion, who, you know, there he is. I, I mentioned yeah, Clarion last week, and, and it made me laugh. And now we've see, we've had a reference. And we've actually seen him twice now in, in two books, which is nonsense. Uh, even with this. I'm if saying you, we've seen the Bulleteer in two. Yeah, Who thought if, that would happen? If you want to end up try to tie this in with, say, a Justice League Dark, where we did say – it's not going to line up either, so it's, it's weird. It's so funny to me because we have this lineup of, you know, Shining Knight, Frankenstein, Zatanna, freaking uh, the Bulleteer, and Clarion the Witch Boy, and Shiloh Norman. They need, like, you know, their other freaking, I can't even remember who it is off the top of my head, but their other seven soldiers of victory. Yeah, member, yeah. Yeah, he's, I forgot He's too. lost, so we only have six members. I'm thinking to myself, why didn't we just have the Justly Dark with this lineup already? Yeah, yeah. And, and with that, they do end up, they see it's almost like very reminiscent that Sideways is their Caden. In yeah. the Immortal Men, the War of the Immortals War. The weird thing is, is you just threw that I mean, thing like, before, before you had, you, you know, before you had that sideways power was that he can open up rifts, jump through. He's had, all of a sudden out of nowhere, he says in the, you know, two issues ago, I think it's when it started, but it was, you know what? When I think of people now, I can go to where they are. Yeah. And and so you had that it's it's morphed now into he doesn't even have to know him. I thought you had to have a connection at one point, like, oh, I want to go see my mom. And he would go through the connection. Well, and now this just, one we had Zatanna implant a location yeah, in his head but that he, they needed to go. But that's the problem is they they didn't know the location. They said they didn't know where it was. He's the one who ended up finding it. I think that what they're saying is she implanted the idea of who it is because all this wasn't just – they did to me, it didn't spell out just we need a way to get there. They didn't know, so he was going to find it. I will get to that, but it's yeah. still – 
this power of sideways is really changing it up to force into this idea that Dan DiDio wants to travel. Then what happens now is where I'm saying is where we're getting away from stuff. Where's Tempest Fugenot? I mean, Tempest Fugenot showed up to say you're you're, you're swiping. You know, we were you're finally you're, getting it back. You're rifting too much. You're causing this. Venom comes out. Oh no, we're the Spider-Man book. Hey, look at us. Quintar. Then he disappears. We don't see him. All we want is Tempest Fugenot to come back and be the mentor, the Mister Miyagi. Uh, yeah. Going and at the end, he's going to go up to the big bed of the dark multiverse. Honk! He's going to, you know, do it on his nose, and then we have a great thing. So he did it in Barbados. Yeah, yeah, he did it in Barbados. So when he came back, he was already pissed. He seemed to be starting as the villain now, or at least the. You know, almost like the principal, where you're going to have Sideways be, you know, he's the Ferris Bueller. There's the principal. He's going to try to get away from whatever. But he ended up, Sideways almost died. He almost died. Derek almost died because of Tempest Fugenet trying to get away. Tempest Fugenet comes back, and in a great fucking progress, to me, a progression, he ends up being the sad sack now, where he's almost crying. He's huge. He's in the room. Oh, he's about that. Okay. Yeah, remember Tempest Fugenet. He's there. He's so sad. Because now he realizes that and nobody likes him. He really doesn't have anybody. He's missing limbs. All Turns these out things. I might be this giant guy. I am the smallest of all the future. Yeah, like, I, I am so small. And uh, so they seemed like this was going to be a bunny. Now we're going to get Tempest Fugenot is Riggs. And we're going to have some fun. Uh, that disappeared then. That completely disappeared. Then it became. Well, we, need that, we need to have the fun taken away so we can have his mother well, murdered. Well, that's the problem. Then it goes into, okay. Uncle Ben died. Now we have to get the most important person to, you know, Derek, and that is his mom. So she dies. Now this issue is basically they can't wait to bury her to get to the seven soldiers with, I mean, I don't know if it's that forced, of the, listen, you kind of messed up at school, but we could turn back time an hour. Am I so stupid that he's going to say, listen, I'll do this, but... Can you turn it back a week, maybe? I can get my mom back at the end, and I think that's you know what, what? happened. That is good, but the thing is, I don't even see Zatanna being somebody who would want to mess with time well, like this. Well, this is the like thing, though. Outside of her, like, you know, her It does, but powers. she's really saying that, uh, I, we'll fix all your problems. Well, he, he, you know, he I'm has saying, a, he Zatanna has going right there and, you know, making the other students who sideways, like, showed his powers to at yeah. school, I can see, like, he's just going to make them forget. Lobotomize. Backwards. Yeah, 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 that's crazy. <laughs> but even then, his mom died. You have this thing where we're never going to find out about his dad. Yeah, we're never. Yeah. And even well, he I'm, said, I wasn't out. close. I, I, I love it that there's narration. Me and dad had never been close. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah we kind of got that. I mean, really, this is where my buddy Jay comes over to my house and asks me after three years, who's that fat guy sitting on the couch with, the, with in his underwear watching wrestling? Hey. Yeah, that's my dad. That shows you how close he, me and Derek, me and Derek have, you know, I got you, buddy. But yeah, he's, he, he's not going to school because his mom had died. He feels sad, whatever. And then he goes in and also this to me is the start of, Hey, Ernie was awesome at the beginning. She, you don't need her in the multiverse, so you gotta distance her. And he ends up treating her. And this her. is one of those terrible things that I always say. It's such a cliche thing. It is. Where, you this know, is the cliche this we talked about. Hurt, so I have to push yeah. them away as hard as I can. I don't need you, Ernie. Back off. Me and you were, yeah. No more kind of them. God damn it. Me and you were talking about it at, at work, where the one time, I don't know what we were talking about, but I said, I'm like, I hate that. It might have even been a pet peeve that didn't make the podcast. In, in my mind, because, it's Harry and the Henderson's. Because I remember, Remember though, we were there, and and you're like you came over, and I said it'd be like this: like, don't get near that cutter. You're too stupid for it. Now get out of here, you jerk. And then you walk away, and the one tear's going down. Like, 
I love you, Eric. <laughs> it's only to, it's it's for your own good, buddy. Get out of here. Protect you because I love yeah, you so one of much. Those. It's it's such the cliche. Why do like, you have to be so and you're stubborn like, to make you yeah, do this? Yeah, and you're like, but I want to help. I don't need your help. I told you, you're just gonna get in the way, kid. And then I'm, you know, I'm all upset. <laughs> you you could have been the best, buddy. And then I walk away. That's all it is. But it also, again, this book is turning from sideways book into Dan DiDio book. It's now Dan DiDio playground. And I don't because now you, you killed the and mother. Dan DiDio yes. playground is apparently filled with asshole fucking well, kids Dan at school. Dan DiDio playground, yeah. So hard. Dan DiDio playground is also the anything out of continuity. He is the continuity, you know, story over Scott continuity. Snyder. Well, he's story over continuity. He's yeah, the one that came up for it. It's oh, been said just, by since him. Since we had metal and Scott started to start throwing all this other continuity out there that didn't make any sense. I just let it lie where all these other writers took notice and said, you know what? Well, they may have taken notice, but too. you say this. I really think this comes from the top. And this is something that uh, is a mantra of Dan DiDio. And the problem is he loves the continuity that's not around, but yet he will just give it to you. He'll give it to you. Here you go, Eric. This is what he says. Story of continuity. There you go. Dory oh, over God. Dory over continuity. But uh, you end that's up having stories. Derek. Derek ends up, I know. Dory, he don't care about no continuity. They go, and he goes back. She uh, it, well, she. he's going to. <laughs> he's he's gonna go back to school finally so when he yeah. goes you have this whole idea where he goes in and you know it didn't go the route until it did of the man everybody's looking at me they think that i'm weak they they don't do that until ernie comes up and says hey what's going on uh you know you didn't even text me back you didn't tell me what you were doing whatever and he's like you know i need to do this myself it's not your mom whatever and she's like i loved her as well how dare you and then he does do the get out of here ernie with your D and your stuffs go watch your cartoons and then she it's for your own good. <laughs> you have the guy step up, which we Freddy, don't know. What. This yeah, guy, Freddy. I don't know. This asshole guy who can I, I can oh, such assume. An I, think asshole. We, I think we saw him before we saw him with Ernie's sister. Yeah. Yep. And like he's this big preppy kind of he's, guy. He's I'm like, a jock. football player. He's a jock, yeah. You know I've watched your lone wolf act for the yeah, last Yeah, what is he talking years, about? The guy like, the guy just his mom just and to died. To be honest, and... I'm kinda over it. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, he's like, Why yeah, I've been paying attention to me having a fight with my friend Ernie, who you don't care about either. Just, uh, it's so great. Uh, and, and to be, I like this. And to be honest, I'm kind of over it. Ha! Can't believe he went there. He can go anywhere he wants. Can you imagine? Here, here it is. We got Derek, right? You know, he's going around. He's like, Freddie comes up, grabs him. You know what? I've watched your lone wolf act for the last two years, and I'm over. I'm like, you want to hang out? No, loser. Get away from me. Oh, back yeah. to my lone wolf act. Back to lone wolf. And and then he's like, you know what? It's like almost like I'm sick of your face. And he hits him, and then they're like, whoa, whoa, Cat. man. He's I love it too. He's like, whoa, man. He just got Freddy. He's stronger than we thought. And then they still throw shade. I'm like, Derek is gonna kill you. Of course, it's the short fat kid that is it. Take this is the best. Okay, Dan DiDio. He's an older man, right? He's an old guy. He's writing that. a comic, so you have school. So this I. I don't know if you know this, but a lot of times I get called to go. My kids are not the greatest in school. They're not grades-wise. It's that they, they tend to act out, Eric. So yeah. I have to go. Basically, Rafe is who I'm talking about. Every time I go into the school to, to see what's going on, they're going to tell me. Or it's also I, – I have five kids, four in school still, and at least one of them is, is getting sick at some point in a day to make me go pick them up because they don't want to be at school. It's really the Obviously. thing. So every time I go it's in – It's weird when I do it at work and try to have you pick me up to take me home. 
It is weird. I don't go for that. But yeah. every time, I, I, I'm telling you, three out of four times when I go to pick it up, I hear such language nowadays in 2018 of, take a chill pill. I'm like, no, <laughs> what are you doing? You, you at least go and find some high school kids and say, let me run this by you. Now, you don't want to do it just sight unseen. You might get arrested. It's the, the day. But maybe you have grandkids. Maybe you have people who have it say, hey, uh, can you take this home and read this and say, does this sound like the kids that you go to school with? Take a chill pill, Pesci. What? 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 Hey, love like, that Joe really? Pesci now. <laughs> really? He's made a comeback, Jim. Take it. I'm, I'm waiting for the, you know, because then I'm waiting for Ernie, like, really? Gag me with a spoon. You're so grody. That's all I'm waiting for. Yeah, that's all I'm waiting for. I just, I don't know where he gets it, and it makes it, it's like. Do you want them to start calling things boss or P-H-A-T? Really, say, hey, you're not killing it now, buddy. I'm on Twitter enough. I see what's going on. Hey, didn't mean to trigger you, but man, that was lit. See, I can talk like the kids there. Actually, actually, no, actually, from what I get around this house, it would be Derek's like, listen, I've had enough. I've been sick of you for years. Do you think this is funny? Do you find my mother's death amusing? And this kid would say, hey, fuck off. That, that's basically kid talk. Now, go fuck yourself. And I'm, I'm going to blare the speaker because I, I don't ever see anybody with earphones anymore. You, you better listen to my, you know, new things. Nicki Minaj, Eric. Exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to listen to my M's and M's there, buddy. Sounds delicious. Listen to this. NWA's hitting the town. Yeah, but it's it's so off. And really, if you want to envision anything right now, envision Dan deal with the backpack, the side hat. Where are all the kids at? That's all he's trying to be. He's trying, <laughs> he's trying to fit in. He's, he's Steve Buscemi there. Hey, where are all the cool kids? Uh, it's nonsense. Don't, don't even try. Don't go that route. Uh, but yeah, basically, he is throwing away everything that we had with Ernie, all this stuff, to the point where he wants to help her not get her hurt so that she can be shoved aside. We're losing another character that was the beginning of the series. The series the is really changing. Is, though, we never did anything with Ernie anyway, and she kept no. changing character. We had this it's really like Tempest cool Future kind of quirky not. character, yeah. and then they just kind of took that My away My favorite from her. character the first issue. Yeah. And then you got Tempest Fugitive now. He's gone because basically you do have Zatanna and the six soldiers show up because they keep mentioning. And that's the other thing. If you're not well versed in what's going on here and they we used to be six and this is like the, oh, my God, seven. it's the seven soldiers. Like, we used to be seven. Now we're six. If you don't know, you, you don't even know what they're talking about. I'll tell you, you I don't know the of seven stuff. soldiers of victory. Yeah. So she's there and they're trying. It's the Manhattan Guardian. Is who That's they're going right. after, and again, I have no gonna, idea who that is. Is this going to confuse people of thinking that this is a multiverse, different version of Doctor Manhattan? Because throwing the name Manhattan at any point, I wouldn't go there. But that's where he's going. Uh, he is there, and he's like, "Oh, Listen, he you're went gonna there, help. Jim." And uh, he he does actually. You're right. Uh, they do put the location, but yet they're traveling through places. They get to where they are through clouds and shit. Why can't they get there? But it is in the multiverse. They figured out that Derek can access us with this. Yeah, with that. And uh, we're going to go. But the, again, now we're going through things of, I thought the dark multiverse was taken care of. I thought that this is, well, whatever. The dark multiverse always was spelled out anyway, being something that would always kind of die and things but who knows what's going on oh, because the Manhattan Guardian is just the Guardian for some reason yeah. I never knew yeah. about the Manhattan Guardian yeah so they're gonna go he sees it he's like oh right you know I, you need to tr- teach me this trick of getting dressed 
And then they're going to go. He opens up a deal, and they're like, all right, we go. Yeah, Frankenstein. I love Frankenstein. I actually do like uh, Clarion. It's just yeah. this book in the New 52. I love DC the book just terrible. because of how like, weird how she ridiculous. is. Thing. I even like when she's standing there, and Derek's on his knees, like, about to look, eyes up here, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Eyes <laughs> up here to my crazy bullet face. I, I, I actually, I actually, the weirdest thing is when they're going, cause I didn't know what team, what they were going with. And, and the whole idea, you see Frankenstein and then you see the bulletier and she's putting on those gloves, you know, the yeah. long shoulder uh, or elbow sexy length gloves. Glove. I got you. Yeah, sexy gloves. For some reason, I'm sitting there. Why is the bride silver? Because I, I there's hardly ever a story you get Frankenstein and they don't throw his ex wife in to drive oh, him God, insane. Her this issue. Yeah, just drive him insane. So I'm like, when did she get silver? What's going on? And then I realized, oh my God, it's a bulleteer again. But yeah, this book has now changed. It's completely changed. He has used this issue to pretty much wipe well, everything this is clear. Like the third time it's changed. Yeah. And we're only on issue seven, but I do think that the writing's on the wall. He knows when this is going to be canceled, and he's going to go out having the no, fun. The writing's he does. on the page, Jim. Oh, it's on the wall because he ain't going to be fantastic. on no page anymore. It's there, but yeah. Hey, hey, he got a beautiful mind, this shit? Yeah, he is. He, no, that's, that's on the floor. He's right and uh, thinks he's Tim Draking the, the isn't whole thing. Is that just the bottom wall? It might be. It might be. <laughs> is it not? <laughs> or is that the side floor? Isn't the floor just it's the, the bottom, bottom wall? wall. Isn't the ceiling just the top floor? Uh, but yeah, you end up, and I, I'm a K-Rock fan. I like Kenneth Rockford, so I did like seeing it, and it actually upset me. It actually upset me because I really like his Ernie, and it almost seems like he plays that off, like, don't make Ernie look too cool because she ain't going to be in this book long, so she kind of doesn't look as cool anymore, uh, and she's off. But other than that, the, the Frankenstein looks great. His, I love his yeah. Frankenstein, and it's, you know, oh, Shining Knight. So I just also say, though, we've already seen it where this is the introduction of him, and half of them have nothing to do already, and I think that's going to continue. Shiloh Norman, so, so, Jim. Shiloh Norman. Yeah, we, we had him in that, that dark side special when they throw those, you remember when they threw those things out there where you had yeah. all those, uh, Jack Kirby dark side things and stuff? Yeah, that's the last time we saw Yeah, him. I remember you guys made me read that. Yeah, it was nonsense. Uh, but yeah, I'd give this a 5.1. Out of ten, it's nonsense. So again, it, it, it is a little more fun, even though you're talking it about is. death and things. We didn't even say at one point he does go and riffs to go to his mom and cry and beg that she he should have listened. That's a downer. Yeah, that was a weird thing where he goes to see his dead mother in the morgue to friend, then beg her for forgiveness, and then keeps saying it like he expects her to answer. Yeah, but again, then it kind of Creepy. throws out the listen. We can make things change and things like that. I'm like, they better say dead is better. You better have it at the end. Oh where, and yeah. the thing is, I really think that she's going to stay dead because we have to Spider-Man this shit. Yeah, yeah. I just like it. Ernie's there. Ernie, too. Like, all of a sudden, she she looks like she's into, like, a gangster rap out of nowhere. You know, you, you... I'm telling you, I half expected her to be dressing like freaking crisscross. Yeah, that's what she looked like. She's got the backward pants. Everybody yeah. say, uh, jump, jump. She's doing that. But he does. Why don't you go back to your D&D and cry <laughs> over some sudden, dead wizard? I'm like, oh, jeez. Here we go. All of a sudden, with all how mean these kids are and Ernie dressing them, like, this is my high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really. You, and you dress like Chris Cross. There you go. Were you Mac Daddy or were you Daddy Mac? Which one were you? Daddy Mac. I was more of a Mac Daddy fan, actually. I think he had the talent, Eric. What would you give this? I'd give it a 5-1. What would you give it? I'd actually give this a 5.5 okay. out of 10. I'm not enjoying the series overall, but I think with the Seven Soldiers of Victory and this whole idea of traversing the uh, mul the dark multiverse with Sideways, it's getting away from the stuff I did like, you know, 
enjoy about the series itself, but it's taking it in a new direction that may be fun as well as we see it limping to an end at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree, but yeah, I think that he's going to go. And as much as I'm not a K-Rock fan, I didn't mind the yeah, artist, especially it. when he got... I actually really liked the one panel where he threw Freddy, and then you just see how angry oh, yeah. he yeah, is. That that long panel, I'm like, that looks really good. And I'm like, how... What kind of balls does this fat kid have? We don't care saying, about you or your fat kid. Little fat kid. Get out of here. And you're already balding. I can see your hairline. Take a chill pill, pal. Maybe that's the problem. That guy actually is a narc. He's actually a 42-year-old narc. That's there. And he's like, what did, the kid, what did the kid say? Take a chill pill, pal. He just saw <laughs> this kid throw the freaking yeah, star. And they said, I, don't, I, I didn't know he was that strong. And then you have him. Yeah, really, really. These kids nowadays, the one thing that Dan DiDio does have right, they run their mouths without thinking there's going to be repercussions. Terrence should have beat the crap. Triple change his face, Eric, right now. We're going to move on to the next one. I still get worse. <laughs> Triple changes. The last change is beaten to a real bloody pulp. The next book, though, right. Eric, is the restart, uh, kind of like the Titans, even though the Titans had a special. But this is Supergirl, Supergirl number 21, written by Mark and Draco, or by Kevin McGuire, Sean Parsons, FCO Placencia, and Tom Napolitano, one of my favorite Ice creams. Supergirl starts up with the, you know, the Tom Napolitano. Supergirl starts up again with Mark and Draco at the helm, and he spends a lot of this issue making a good jumping on point for new and old readers alike. And while there may have been a couple too many old school references, I liked it. This had an animated series feel while also seeming way more important than anything Steve Orlando did with the character. Plus, getting her into space with crypto sounds like fun and gives a more realistic reason why Superman doesn't help her out all the time. This issue may not have been the best, but I do think that it points to something a lot better than what we got before. And I'll stand by that. I actually like this issue. I actually read it. Yes. I hate the art yes, so much there this issue. Yes, there is a deal. And I, I like uh, him usually on art. I like it. Uh, it's a weird coloring, I think. The coloring actually is what kind of gets me up because at first I think it looks great uh, and then it kind of kind of bails a little and stuff like that. I don't know like later on when we're in Smallville and Superman's trying to talk to Kara about not going off half cocked and doing her own thing I don't know what's wrong with his face, but I want to punch it. I want to turn it into oh, a triple really? changer, well, Jim. I don't at, like at it. At the beginning, you know, you're going to have – it's almost like told through like uh, – almost like you're looking at an old school – not even just a print, but almost, again, like an old school cartoon in my mind where they do. And he – you see that Mark and Draco has been told, listen, we stopped Supergirl for a little bit. You know, you have kind of a new Brian Michael Bendis on the Superbooks. You're coming back with this. We want you to tell everybody everything. You got to tell, you know, why Kara's I, there, I, why I would, this, why that. I would that. love for them to tell everybody everything. But I'm telling you, Kara is so, like, we are so, uh, this series like is so, like, it's tied to the Man of Steel yeah, miniseries that Brian Michael Bendis did. And that's our starting point because what happened in that is going to put Kara yep. out on the thing. But I'm like, you're not talking about the rest of it because she's so upset about, she's the last true Kryptonian. She remembers how yeah. it was there. And also, like, why don't we talk about Jor-El still being alive? Or even go back to the Supergirl series that we had before where Mr. Oz Jor-El went and killed Yeah, that's Jor-El, the thing. Cyborg I don't think Superman. she knows no, that. that I don't even know that she really knows that. And I don't actually think she really knows that much about Jor-El and that he came back and took I'm John. Exactly. No, I'm saying. I, though. She's so upset, I don't think like, she you know, knows. All the Kandorians yeah, I, I just. Why, why won't Superman yeah, I, tell? I think hey, Superman, Jor-El, no, Superman's He's keeping alive. it on the down low because, again, we already saw, yeah, he trusts him, but he doesn't know what's going on. Uh, I think he's trying to protect her if you go with it. And the thing is, too, 
even in the note, he leaves you like, look, I, I don't want you to go because, you know, with, with yeah, uh, Lois, Lois and, and John being gone right now, um, I, I kind of wanted you to be around, but I understand what you got. I'm like, she's got to know where Lois and John yeah, are. Yeah, no, right? I don't think she knows where they are. She just, they, I think she was even there at the one point where they were going away, but they, she doesn't really know, or she, I, I just, for some reason, I remember her saying that she didn't need to know, so but the thing is, though, you got to separate it. You can't have it because Superman's going to be doing his own thing. And this is where you had Steve Orlando where she was in, you know, the Nash, uh, you know, going around the National and yelling and screaming. And all we kept saying was she's getting attacked by some big ass villains of Superman. Where yeah. is Superman? Why isn't he there? It's obvious they're like, you got to get her away because shit's going down in these other books where you can't have – the idea of, well, why isn't Supergirl helping him if we see him helping her so much here? We have yeah. to get her out. So I, I actually like well, space I like the idea of space. We always say it's better in space, Eric. In, in space. I Just even thinking, like, you know, Jorel went to Clark. Look, your boy, he's half Kryptonian. I got to take him out in space. Like, you have yeah. your full Kryptonian niece over no, here. No, that's what I'm why saying. Well, that, I think that you're trying to separate. They better meet Eric, up space or is where everyone can hear you dream. But you have this there, and you have to to separate them. I actually like the emotions of this, and I like – I'm telling you, this is all recap of the character. It's a recap of giving you why she's on Earth, what she's doing. I like the way he said – he doesn't do all of it through narration. He does some of it, but I like – like if this is Steve Orlando, not one person – or Steve Orlando, uh, more of Brian Michael Bendis, not – nobody would say a word. It would just be Carol looking out a window and she remembers this. She does that. She can't do that. I actually really like because one of the big things that people don't seem to realize with Supergirl, one thing is Supergirl is not Batgirl, Aaron. But with that, Supergirl is there and she, she's older. She's the older cousin of Superman. It got wonky the way she got there and all that. And I like the way this is spelled out that it is in anger of Carol. Like, listen, I know that you're you. You're the big cheese. You're the Superman. You're the superhero of superheroes. But remember, I was living on Krypton. You didn't. You came here. Earth is your planet. Don't give me this goddamn Pharrell's sake, you asshole. You're a poser. You were never there, and and I was. So you can think that you know how bad it is, but in the end, you're you know. And I, and Superman, I wish he tied it in more because where Supergirl says like basically, your people and everything you know are here. You look at Krypton as a story, as you know something you can study. I lived it. I had people and. Also, I wondered also go like, and we have the bottled city, uh, you know, of Kendor. That's my city. Those are been, why yeah. the fuck didn't you do anything? No, it's not. Yeah, Our but he's like, is. but she's going with, but even then, she knew people there. And she, and she knew people. Are, I know saying, people who live in fucking. Still in her own series, though, in I Argo know city. a motherfucker who lives in Buffalo, Eric. How dare you? But yeah, I, I, she said, what? you know, I know him. So if Buffalo got destroyed. I'd be like, oh my goodness. I am so sad for John, for That's John Thompson. Time. It was not Brandon I was talking about. No, but she's, she's upset. Who's Brandon? <laughs> who, who, who the, who fuck, the fuck, fuck is that? <laughs> uh, but I like the whole idea. I like that he is telling this recap. Through their words, not just narration, where she basically you throw away the whole candor that you get upset, but she's like, that's the end. For me, that was a planet that I live. Now, I wish that Superman would say to her, listen, I, I know this shit, but also I know what, what you're going through because John and Lois are gone. I don't know where they are. This would have been a great way to open up about this and say, while you're out there, like I know you're going to the spaces. While you're out there, if you, if you just kind of take a left turn at Albuquerque and happen to go across them, let me know. 
I mean, that would have been nice, but she, I like the way it's like, you know, I'm your older cousin, you know, people, and I, I think that that was a pretty cool way that he did it without just narration, and it's still continuing the idea that she's upset, uh, because she's leaving, and she has to, she, she has to have a reason, though, but people have to, I think a lot of people would go into this that aren't, never, who was reading Steve Orlando's Supergirl? Not many people. This, to me, is more in line with, say, people who are fans of the TV show. Even though Steve Orlando tried to throw shit in or the Man of Steel. But even anything, this is a Supergirl that I could read and be like, okay, I kind of understand more than that nonsense we got. So he's doing this. You have to stress that the reason why she would leave, because some people, why is she leaving Earth? Oh, you really have to overstress that. But she does then go up and finds Rogel's ours, you know, wrapped up fucking, you know, axe. It seemed very and weird. Why, why is this axe I don't know, wrapped it, up it, in a cave? It's not the even the cave. To me, it's crater. the crater of when... Freaking Rogozar punched his ass right in the in the point at one point even. But yeah, it's like it's there, but it's it is where the thing is, but it's a weird thing because he just took a shard, but whatever, it's there. I don't know why Superman would have kept more care of it and, and done somebody gets it, and this whole tie-in is that Hal tried to you know, scan the universe for a circle and couldn't, but she oh, says, symbol, now yeah. here's the thing and scan it. But in the meantime, you do have the references like, listen, you can't get that mad. I was parallax once and that was bad. And also as he's fighting. And I'm like, that doesn't and, feel right either because that was an entity I taking know. over. They're him. It's not like, like you know, out. I've had this fear and this rage that made me to become. I'm like, no, nah, yeah, it's kind it's of different just, from how you describe it here. And I hate the yeah, way he, he looks, looks weird. Stupid but even there, face. you even get the like, he, Royal Flesh Gang, you should be the Guy Gardner Quartet because it's one punch, baby. Oh I'm like, God. it's really heavy handed. But I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm to not me, I, the I don't mind it. I, I, I'm telling you, it is almost like bat shark repellent type stuff that drives me nuts. But yeah. I think that he's trying to show you that this book, while Kara is very upset, while she's going off to, you know, I, I just wonder if I, I think that he's behind. pushing that there's gonna it's gonna be kind of a fun, lighthearted book at times and you got some jokes. You got crypto for that as well, but you have how well, and, and you like have how where she does scan, the, uh, he scans, and he's like, oh, you know what, it's redacted now, we've seen this. Anytime that anything that the Guardians have said redacted means that there's troubles, and while this is, this actually sets off an alarm with the circle that must have a thing where if something accesses this redacted file, somehow they've gotten in. I actually think, now, the reason why, and you said you, you, did, you had a problem with this, the problem is, what she wants to know it had something to do with the Guardians. I mean, the Guardians at that point were part of the problem. They were part of the Rogozar deal. Oh, that's the thing is we we had we had the circle there. The one member is yeah. the Appa Aliapsa who became yeah. like the Mad Guardian later on in the old continuity and stuff like that. So yeah. it does to a degree make sense where he would have. Some I think kind this of, is uh, full out Guardians you know, uh, that are. This is a side sect that they have set this up the circle to make sure. I don't think the Guardians themselves. I think it's just Al- App Alley after that one Guardian we kept seeing who was trying to ha- hire Rogozar before. He might have yeah. set up like a failsafe t- protocol yeah. to make the, sure to keep the circle's is, though, name out of is, stuff. It seems to tend that she's going to go to Mogo and have a lot of problems with yeah. the Guardians and call the Guardians out where they they admit that they were wrong back in the day. That that seemed to be the solution. And, and the thing is, I think it's going to be this whole thing where they actually talk about App Alley after and what happened, and maybe even fill in the gaps with this whole idea of wh- what he became. Came yeah. in the old continuity. It's just weird though, because stuff. then she's going to say, "Well, why are you keeping a secret with this nonsense?" Then this could have, you know, they actually. I don't think they are because for where it goes, I think it's this weird thing where, like, you know, maybe they don't even know about it. But the whole thing where it goes to this other place where 
We just have some alien. I'm like, and that's what is, the is he circle. looking at every yeah. Green Lantern scan well, all the time? That's what I, I think that it is set to have a trigger. I mean, they're, you know, they had it after 9-11. You had the thing where they, they said later that anybody who would type up, you know, terrorist, jihad, anything like that, they yeah. had keywords. And it, again, it is profiling. It is, you know, kind of a broad stroke and some people got, but I think that that's all it is, that they have certain things and it's a symbol. Anybody who is going to scan the symbol directly from the axe and that's, that's not even the symbol. It's the axe well, yeah, itself. And that they see that, but that's what he does scan. So there is that trigger that goes off. And to me, they're like, Oh, geez, people are going to find out. We better, you know, do something. So you have this behind of almost like they're going to stop the truth. You can't handle the truth and all because she's heading out. She's going to head out to Mogo and see what yeah. the hell's going on. Yeah. It's she mantis. wants some answers and she's going to leave. She's upset. She has her spaceship. I love. And, uh, you have the deal where then. Crypto comes out and there's a little note and says, I, I don't want you to be alone. I wish you could stay. I don't want you to be alone, but please take crypto. And I think this is going to be a pretty cool deal. And even the whole idea of the solar yeah, collecting yeah. suit that she puts on to make yeah, sure he's that thinking like, things out. at some place where you can't exactly, you don't have to have a no. planet that has a yellow sun because her suit is going to make again, sure that her I power like, stays intact no matter yeah. what. I'm, like, I'm a Mark a cool and Draco fan. Bit. I really am. And a lot of times he does get put on these books. He, he ended Batwoman and he was just thrown on there and yeah. made it kind of a fun book. I like, I like when I he has fun. fun. And this is, I'll give him full credit to that suit because of the fact that usually, this would be something that would come up six issues from now when somebody calls him on it like, oh, well, she's here. How does this work, buddy? Oh, oh, she well, has hell, Even her having a, a, a spaceship that she puts yeah. together for this whole thing, like, it's just not her yeah, flying space. And then you get, you know, they can talk. You can have all that stuff going on. He's thinking ahead uh, of what's going to go on, and I like it. I like the lightheartedness of it, even though the background story is of anger and loss and death and things like that. Yeah. But Crypto jumps on him. Like even Kara's like, oh my god, by Ralph's beard, and she's all excited. I'm like, I I really like this, and I'm telling you, when she's crying, she's like, oh Cal, because she's upset. She she doesn't want to leave him, and and then she and and you have Crypto's like all upset. It's okay, buddy. It's a good cry. Say when I go on a trip, I'm like, I actually had some emotions there. Uh, you know, they're not the craziest where I'm there crying, like, but I yeah. did. I had some emotions. I'm like. That's pretty good. I really like it. And crypto just makes everything better. Even when oh, yeah, I'm all about him up, that. he's just sitting in his seat. He thinks he's a human, Aaron. He thinks he's people there in that seat and made me laugh. Oh, made me laugh. Like Even it. when she gets on, like, everybody on board, Arf. And like, all right, then here we go to Mogo. Also, I actually was waiting. I really thought he was going to say Oa in this and he was going to mess it up. But no, he didn't. They're going to Mogo. They're going to find yeah. out what's going on. She wants to find out what's going on. And I, I like that. I like this as a first deal. And it's even weird though. Like when we, when we had that, you know, cliffhanger bit where that little man, like yeah. the alien and then that was that, monitoring yeah, the all the scans, yeah. like, and he goes, to, but he, he goes to his master who it has to be. I'm like, it's got to be one of those people in the circle yeah. who we saw before in Man of Steel, but he's shadow out. But it's like, but the lanterns are involved in that Kryptonian girl. I'm like, how do you know about the Kryptonian yeah. girl? Like, what exactly are you looking at? Because you only saw a scan. I don't know what you're dealing with here where he knows that Supergirl is yeah, playing I, for Yeah, I think that maybe they know the Kryptonians. I think that maybe they're also kind of involved. And maybe they're part of, you know, maybe they're not just there to try to say. Maybe they are because it's like Rogozar and his singular obsessions, more trouble than he's ever been worth. So they're aware of what he's doing. And it seems... Oh yeah, they, I'm saying the circle. No, I'm saying about now. Like, you know, I'm saying now. This guy seems to be like, okay, you know, I'm not talking Krypton being destroyed now. I think that they are yeah. keeping an eye, and maybe 
actually sent Rogozar to do what he did, and now it's coming back at him, which they're upset. We'll see. We'll see how connected they are right because now. Because the only reason that Rogozar went to Earth is because he happened to see a necklace yeah, at yeah. a bar and heard Again, that these Again, but maybe he knows, like, these guys know that Rogozar seems, yeah, is still alive and about. They're not trying to say, if they yeah. are really against people finding out about what they had done and all that, and that's all they're about, you think they would have killed Rogozar. They would have sent, you know, they would have paid whatever and killed him to... I, I don't think they could have, because even when you see in Superman this week, where the freaking Tamaranians are freaking there, like, they, they, they're in the Phantom Zone there. Even then, you, yeah, now, even uh, then, though, you, you could have done some, like, maybe they could send, like, some crazy things that these guys seem to like. In my mind, this whole crazy thing, they, they're billionaires, trillionaires, and they're just sitting. I don't think they're just sitting there, though, hoping nothing goes no, wrong. They're doing something, and I actually think that they are the ones still kind of giving Rogozar some orders of where to go and things like that. That, that would be my guess. I don't think that. Yeah, you don't all. think that 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 Rogozar has nothing to do with these guys, even though they know that that he's alive. Not ever since the whole thing when Appa Ali Apsa went back when he like Krypton destroyed, like you know we, we don't. I know, want but any when, what, what would they be doing? Just like watching this. them this whole time, doing nothing. They're just monitoring them because they know. I don't even know what the well, hell I'm saying. They know actually. that he's doing things now. This isn't anything like this is. I know you that would think they tried to cover up. But what their I'm saying is, if all of a sudden they see that axe, it would be like, oh man, yeah. he must be dead. What the fuck? Why did he? Why couldn't he have gotten rid of that axe? Whatever and he says, he he still continues to be trouble. So I think that, and he says, if I knew where to find him, I'd end him. He knows he's alive. So I think that maybe he went against what they were still trying. I don't know. We'll see. But he obviously knows yeah. he's alive. And the worst thing to point towards him will be an alive Rogozar. But. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I give it an 8 out of 10. And I this is my favorite uh, Supergirl book that we've gotten in Rebirth because Steve Orlando, every issue was nonsense. At least this isn't nonsense. It might be a little over-the-top jokey at points. You do have other continuity. But really, what's worse than having another you know, cyborg Superman that then dies but doesn't die and then the world's against Kara but then they're not and they, you have an app. What happened to yeah, Hank Henshaw? I'm too. telling you, that, that whole series of Steve Orlando, it was just complete and utter garbage. No, no, not that. Yeah, I'm just saying Hank Henshaw for when he was in Force of Solitude Superman at the end Reborn. of Action Comics. There you go. I don't know. I don't know. It was that memory board. I don't know what they're doing with that. You never know. But what would you give it? I'd give this a 4.5 4. 5 5. out of 10. I really did not like the art. 4.5. I don't like the art in this issue. And it's just... It's just her talking about, you know, the same stuff that we already had in Man of Steel and stuff like that. It's just, no, the it thing, the you can't, thing you can't, over and over you can't again. think that everybody's, you know, read Man of Steel. Also, I just know it's just, I'm telling you, I had some, there were some fun aspects of like, I'm telling you, her going to space and Mogo to try to find this stuff out, separating her from the rest. That's fine. I even take a crypto. That's icing on the cake. It's just when I don't like any of the dialogue. Superman well, and like and how the other thing about it is I was thinking because really Steve Orlando gave us no background at all of Supergirl. He ended up even screwing shit mm -hmm. up, where he was like, I've only been oh, yeah, here yeah, a year, and I've been there two, in, months. Yeah, two months and all that. So really, legitimately, we have not had a Supergirl book that told us any real information about Supergirl in almost four and a half years. It's been really a long time, and I think that they told him, 
you got to get everybody on board. You got to let them know everything about Man of Steel. You got to give her background. You got to give her connection with Superman. That's a lot to tell in, you know, 21 pages. And I think that I liked how he did it. It's just, you could have ended up with every bit of narration and told it, but it would have been boring as shit. So I actually really liked it. And it seems like a lot of other people are positive about it. So I'm actually. I'm happy. I'm sorry. I actually, I want to like a Supergirl book. It's just this first issue of this new direction didn't grab me the way I was. I'm like, I like the idea of where it's going. This first issue, though, just didn't like grab me completely. We're moving on to the last book of the night. And this is where I said that we would be uh, playing at home because what is it, Eric? Superman number two, written by Brian Michael Bendis with art by Ivan Rice, Joe Prado, Eau Claire Albert, or uh, Albert, Alex Sinclair, and Josh Reed. The Earth is in the Phantom Zone and it's up to Superman to take care of all the unnatural disasters that would be caused by such an action while thinking back about a conversation Green Arrow and him once had while he does it. So yeah, not much of a story here besides Rogozar killing Nuclear Man and the rest of our heroes just getting sick throughout the issue. Yep, there's two things about this issue. Number one, I see these reviews. He really gets Superman. No, to me he doesn't. uh, He gets the voice of Superman. First off... How can you tell? The, he the barely talks. It's just narration. Like, you, know, you know, Oliver Queen once yeah. asked me something. Yeah. And he, was, he was wrong because my superhero. And, and this like, is the thing too. It's just this we, narration. We've had this. Every writer that gets on a Superman book will have that thing. And this is the problem: is we already had this. We already had Brian Michael Bendis in the Man of Steel have that bit where. I only, I, I don't, I can hear everything at once, but sometimes I can center and I, I hear a girl singing a song and I'm going to go over there. Well, now it's through all, man, I bet hearing all that is hell. Well, no, it isn't. I like to hear what's going on. I never shut it off because that's just me. I'm super. Because then you don't get to hear the chances yeah. when they are trying and then, to make well, a it's difference like, out there. Yeah, I hear them yell and yell for help, and but it's not that that I hinge on. It's afterwards when I help them and then they help others. I'm like, really? Are you going to shove it down our goddamn throat more that you think you know Superman because the stories you write and this nonsense, I don't think you know any of these characters. Who is in charge of telling Brian Michael Bendis what Wally West is not Barry Allen? Or that I... I'm telling you. The way he the way he did it, it seems like he wouldn't just watch some, like George yeah. Reeves Superman because it's such a basis so kind of ridiculous. you know like uh, you know drink yeah, your no, milk it's like, kind you of know what I it, kind of basically good, to me like, it's know. the people who go on Twitter you know what I hate hate I hate hate, I hate that. who's yeah. with me retweet me if you hate hate retweet that's favorite. all it is it is it's like you know what I don't care if it's out of style. To like people and help. If out of style, if that's out of style, boy, I'm gonna wear that like a checkered suit. And there you go. There's Brian Michael Bennett. Then you get the the classic Brian Michael Bennett. I mean, really, how many times did I want to see that di- Batman has to pull over to have diarrhea on the side of the road? And that's the weirdest funny. part about this issue. The, the the thing is that like these characters, they're just feeling like they're, they're talking to each other because we have the Martian Manhunter psychic connection. Back but, and forth talk too, uh, you know. But just that whole thing where they're just getting sick, but nobody's no. addressing the situation. We 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 know that yeah. we're in the Phantom Zone now, but I have no idea why any of that would make anybody no. feel. And why Ill. isn't why isn't anybody discussing. else having diarrhea? Why, why why is Batman pulling over? And I, you know, the guy prepares for everything. He should have a modium. He takes that. And even with that, you're in the Phantom Zone. Please, I said to you today, 
while we were working. They have to have – you always hear these Marvel retreats. Now, Brian Michael Bennett is obviously a Marvel guy, so he'd be used to this. Get this motherfucker and everyone else, anybody who even thinks in their mind they may someday write Superman, Supergirl, any super characters. You get them together in a room and say, listen – Let's brainstorm, but right now, we're coming up with the Phantom Zone as one thing. I don't want to keep having it. Oh, you know what? We just had Superman say that he didn't like the idea of Rogozar being in the Phantom Zone or any of those because it is a living hell. Oh, no, so that's why he pulled yeah, Cyborg, Cyborg Superman, Superman was. out and said, yeah, but I'm you saying, even when Rogozar went in from Kara, because Kara put him in, not Superman, he even yeah. had that idea of, oh, man, he didn't like that because Cyborg Superman, where he, it was the classic where you Usually the Phantom Zone, why it's so crazy and why you can live through centuries upon centuries is you're not you. You're, you're incorporeal. You're a ghost. You are something that you're there and you have the worst of the worst that they end up in the Phantom Zone. They can't do anything. And, and it led to some stories where Superman goes in the Phantom Zone and Doomsday's there and Doomsday will try to just obliterate Superman. And Superman just stands there as he goes, oh, yeah, even though he shouldn't get tired either, but it's like – you know, let's wait, let's wait. And, and Doomsday's a bad example. It'd be like more like a cyborg Superman where then they talk. This is usually where you go in and you get those ideas of where Superman goes in and needs help of Zadu. Zadu hates his guts. He hates him. But yes, <laughs> and by the end, though, can't really do anything anyway. So he's like, whatever, what do you want? And they kind of go and then, you know, this is a living hell. I don't deserve this. You're, you're dead. You're dead. dead, dead. And you kind of go with that story. Lately, Steve Orlando and Brian Michael Bennis, I mean, really, these bad guys and a lot of these bad guys, really, all they are about is fighting. They're fighting and I'm the big badass. Phantom Zone is, is like goddamn Christmas to them. They get to just fight people to see who's the baddest in the yard. I'm going to shiv you. And not only that, I'm telling you, this Phantom Zone whole thing because we have like – we have this Phantom Zone that the Earth yeah. appears to be in, but we also yeah. have the Phantom Zone that seems – I'm telling you, by the art, I was just so confused because it seems that Rogozar is in a separate Phantom Zone that he can see Earth and Superman in that other yeah, Phantom Zone. Yeah, it's almost zone, like the Phantom Universe now where you have – and even when they're like, I don't believe – I can't believe that that little Phantom Zone projector could get that Earth in. And it's like, no, no, that's not the concept. This isn't like when we went uh, nuts about – now, having a plan in there is nonsense to me, but – uh, it's not like we said with a uh, yeah, poor uh, Willem Cloak who's going in a, a fucking phone. I mean, Whoa, this is boy. where it goes out, grabs you, and then you kind of become immaterial and go in. But it is weird to have a planet. And like you said, it doesn't even seem connected. It seems off. And yeah. And even this whole thing where we talk about what the Phantom Zone is, the corporeal and like stuff like that, it just seems like this is like the worst kind of like, you know, the Kryptonians. They, they kept calling it the Krypton's yeah. trash can, the Phantom Zone. And the whole idea of the incorporeal aspect of it, that's what makes it special because you have to yes, serve yeah. out your time there. And you can't have people like Rogel Zark up there and yeah, squish and your that, head Yeah, that's not what you want to do. This is where you get rid of those guys. And really, since Krypton, it was the trash can. That That is cool. That is a good way of explaining it. But since then, a lot of times Superman used uses it as the let's put them in here until we can figure shit out let's put them in here and see what we can do and get them out you know it kind of gets them out of the deal but not that you go in and they start killing people everybody this seems is so a, yeah. loud on this issue for the fact that brian michael bendis has introduced the nuclear and man, then he dies. Superman for the quest for peace into the yeah, comic kills, and kills him. him you, you had articles and, uh, about this. this whole thing where rogel czar does it just kills him with like no fanfare whatsoever i'm like 
I think this is what he spent his time on and didn't even come yeah. up with a story for the rest of the issue because and there's really, nothing do here. And really, you ever – I know that we're told and we know the story where we know that the planet Earth is in the Phantom Zone. Do you ever really get the idea that it is – you know what I mean? You don't even get the full concept. Like you said, it's like there's two different ones. I never get the concept except that – Batman has diarrhea and, and Barry feels yeah. weird. I don't really feel the idea like – Well, that's the thing is like Superman – I mean Rogozar sees Earth. He is flying towards it in the Phantom Zone and then he hits yeah. a barrier it seems like and can't yeah. get to it. Is and that just the thin membrane? And, sees and then Superman. Superman's saving you know, because shit's gone wrong but – and he's saving the space shuttle and things that it just doesn't seem right. But it doesn't That's seem what I'm like saying. Superman can see Rogozar right. on the other like, side. There's something off for just him to tell you these things. Like, you know, Green Arrow once privately asked me if my life was hell. Hell, I asked. Actually, hell, because you can never turn off your super hearing. You can't not see the madness of the world with your supervision. You can't stop saying, I'm like, yeah, that's all it is. And he's like, first of all, yes, I can. I can turn off any time. I don't because I, I like it. And it's just and narration. It's just narration. It's and this is where I'm talking. Page after page narration while he just has little panels of him. And, and this is the problem. Like, I said this, this to you. Who's he talking to? He's talking to us, obviously, but who? Who is he talking to? He's doing these things. It seems like an interview because even at a point when I'm sitting there thinking to myself and I'm like, hey, fucking Eric thinks that we're going to talk about six books tonight. He's fucking mistaken. I would never sit in my mind and go, you know, it's my wife who pointed it out to me. That Eric is an asshole. I, I, you don't think like that. You don't think to yourself like that. I, I, I'm well, kind of crazy like that, right? I actually call it yeah, myself but even the third then, person. That, but that's not weird. what Superman is. Oh, messy I mean, Jesse wants to do this. What do you yeah, think about that, but Eric? that's just you like joking. I'm saying he's like, I'm a professional award-winning journalist. I can come up with something describing the fact that the entire planet Earth has somehow been sucked into a nightmare dimension krypton called the Phantom Zone. That is more poetic and illustrative than suck. No, no, really, Brian, you got one voice here. It's Brian Michael Bendis's, and uh, shut your goddamn trap. I don't want to hear you with your nonsense. Uh, let's have a goddamn story. I don't need you proving. And then for some reason at the end, Barry yeah, Allen's well, Why is left. he trying to prove that at this point? He had six issues of Man of Steel. Now we're at this. We have action comics, and he still seems to want to rely on the idea that people, oh, my God, Man, he, he really, really knows, knows Supermans. Voice. Yeah, he's getting paid. To know Superman's nuclear man. Oh my Ow-wee. goodness, the nuclear man's and then dies. You had all of this from, nonsense from the, from the Superman. Yeah, four? all this trash lead up to this. Oh man, Brian, I see the article. Brian McAbenis is bringing back a classic character. You'll never guess who that is. Well, really, for two panels. Oh, great. But yeah, we're done. The trial period yeah. is over. Get. And we get to see the inside of the new force of solitude and just add insult to injury. No, I don't like that either. No, but what stories here? You have the Phantom Zone with Rogo Czar, and he's angry. You have Superman yeah. saving people. Sure is. He can't see Rogo Czar. You have a recap that Kara put Rogo Czar in the Phantom Zone, and Batman has diarrhea. And then the ending is whoever set this up, you know, art, story, it's Wally West at the end. This is not bad. Barry Allen is not a redhead. It doesn't even look like it's, it's no. Wally. There's no, oh, yeah. you know, something got messed up on the way to the cleaners. No, this, this is Wally. Somebody fucked up. And whoever it is, usually it's both. I mean, you also have Brian Michael Bendis that we see people and really some of the, uh, 
Even when we have the freaking one bit where he's like, okay, John, connect the Justice League. I'm like, we have Hawkman and yeah. Mystic Man a part of the yeah, Justice League yeah, in this continuity yeah. of this story? Batman, this? I gotta pull over. I got the diarrheas. And then you have Barry like, too much info. Goddamn dinosaur Too much info. Oh, my goodness. And they're trying to figure out. He didn't go to the good And then there's, the, there's this Sorry. back and forth. There's Barry and I think fucking World War Three is broken out. Who's having fireworks displays now? It's, it's and they, the, they it's can the go screw themselves. It's the, uh, what they can do, ruining our podcast. Yeah, even that they go to the new uh, the fortress and they get there and there's Barry. Like, and it's the the schizo crazy Barry. He's like, what's that? What's that? What's that? And then Superman is like, the, hey, is that the only one the Phantom Projector means? The only one I've ever seen. It looks too small to push an entire planet through. Yes. Figure out, figure how I figured out. See how I figured out. I'm a scientist. Has anyone been here? Kalex is like, how would I? No one. Kalex says it. But then it's like this back and forth. Who did it? Darkseid, Lex Luthor? Are you guessing? I thought that's what we were doing. Joker? Maybe. What are you doing? Nuke, I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at the nuclear man. The thing Give is, me a story. He, he looks kind of cool. He does. The thing is, like I'm telling you, he's yeah. dead now. I don't know if we'll ever know. see him solar again. But I don't know why he's dead. He's he in the nuclear solar flare. And I, it's just so weird. Cause I'm like, he could be a cool villain for Superman yeah. if you brought him back proper. I don't know why he's here or how it would even work yeah. in the freaking did you continuity. Like him in, but in, did you like him in the here. movie? Did you did you like him? I never. I'm telling you, when, I remember seeing that as a kid when it came out, and I never yeah, understood and that's how why his they, powers were. They banned him with Phantom Zone because of that shitty movie. That's what happened. He's there. That's the only reason. <laughs> it makes, to- just, makes total makes total sense to me. And somehow it, it cut Superman and yeah, he got sick. I just, even when you're going, the the best too is, is it not? Those those thugs in that one panel too, where he's going around and saving people. It looks just like those guys, those goofy guys too. Oh, like yeah. we're already recapping it. The set because I got to show that I know what's going on. Look at me, I'm in the thinker pose. Oh, it's just so. I'm telling you, I, I'm stuck on this this nuclear man. This because it looks yeah. great. I'm telling you, I, I, I like, really yeah. like this new because he's wearing a tattered Superman cape. I'm like, I want to know the story yeah, behind you know, that. I'm never going to get story it. Story behind it. We don't get any story. What what are we doing here? Yeah, so what is that? What, did what you is that? And yeah. this is the Brandon's right. This is what he warned us about, that it was going to be over dialogue, no story, and that's what it is. You're on this book. It's not even over dialogue. It's over narration. Yeah. Well, that's what he does. That, that's him. And yeah, it basically is telling us by now – I got the idea that Superman's Superman. Really? I mean, I actually thought that this book was going to be Superman, but really was actually going to be Batman. You've convinced me now that Superman number two has Superman in it. Uh, you should know, Brian McGuire, this is not, this isn't an obscure character. You don't need to take now what is now nine issues that you've written of this character in different series here. Uh, and still think that you have to prove yourself that you know it? Well, obviously, that, that comes from an insecurity that you really don't, and you're trying to really shove it in. Please stop. Tell us a story. And really, I don't know about you, Eric, everybody I talk to, don't tell it with Rogozar. Nobody likes him. Nobody is is kicking no. in with this. Get rid of him now and, and do something. I know that Brian Michael Bendis said, I want to start my own Superman mythology. That is fine. If you instead of giving us the I'm Superman and I can hear and I do this, start off with at least a three issue deal with, say, Superman ever do to you? Start with a parasite story where you can have the idea that, okay, I do get that he knows Superman because I just read a kick ass Superman story. Don't sit there through your dialogue and narration of me like, boy, he really knows that Superman would want to save a kid. 
Oh my goodness, how that you are blowing my mind. Then no, tell a good story. That's all you need to do. That's all we want. You end up getting rid of John and Lois, which is the other thing. Like, are you trying to ruin everything so that you can deconstruct him to the point? I think he's a spy from Marvel. Just I, I, to ruin I, DC yeah. Or that, or he's like, listen, you're going to like this the way I'm going to do it. And, and and it will be. I mean, really, if it really goes so far south, he will have his 9,000 fans, which a Superman book would never get that low, but he'll have the people who love him. I think it's one of those of, hey, look, I'm now at DC. I know you guys hate Marvel. I've seen everybody hates me, but I'm going to do it my way. And the few fans who love me, they will love me. Fuck all you. You're going to drop these books off your pull list. But it, it's so sad that... In these two issues, this is what we've got. We've got nothing. We've, we've got nothing at all, except Rogel Czar, but we even don't even know that he's in the same Phantom Zone. He hits a barrier. We don't know. And and the thing is that a lot of the times where we say, like, Sage Force, Speed Force, Josh Williamson, at least we're still getting Barry, Flash. They're doing something. This is just – you're getting nothing. Nothing. And I, I hate it. I hate it way more than I ever thought I would. Uh, what did you give it? This issue was the linchpin for everything because I didn't like the first issue of Superman. And then when Action Comics came out, I'm like, oh, I don't really much yeah. care for this. I thought, you know what? At least there's some interesting stuff going on in Superman compared to Action. Like, issue two, this is going to be yeah. the one that's going to, like, make or break you the Umbrella. You should still be Michael doing Bennett's this nonsense. Tony, at the end of this, while the art okay, it fucks up Wally West. And uh, I, I don't know what's going on with the goddamn no, barriers and the Phantom Zone. I don't know what's going on with half of this. I have to give this a fuck you five because it was just nothing of a story. And all it wanted to focus on was the idea – Nuclear yeah. man, wow, wait, there's no story. That's all you had, and I'm like, this is bullshit. And I yeah, don't want to deal with it anymore. Uh, I'm gonna go four out of ten. I like the art. That's all art. I think the art's pretty good, uh, especially at the beginning. It kicks off uh, pretty kick ass in my mind, and I do like it. But uh, there's no story. There's nothing here. You're, you're getting no. nothing. I was gonna make a joke because you said the barriers, and I was gonna say at the end he barry airs, Eric. But uh, yeah, I kept that to myself. I didn't think it was gonna. <laughs> Well, I, I'm not hearing laughter at Barry. Maybe, maybe Barry airs you know, because it looks like going. Wally. I eat Barry airs his grievances. I even took it a little further. There you go. And it didn't work. Just like uh, I should write fucking Superman now. I've proven that I am a hack. Uh, but yeah, there we go, Eric. We're gonna go up now to talk about a book. I don't think this is gonna be a book of the week, right? No, no, yeah. and that's the other thing. I mean, before we do go to the book of the week, yeah, because you please don't sit there and think that you got to be the welcome wagon to, to Brian Michael Bendis. Number one, he's not staying or leaving because you give this a ten out of ten. Uh, he he signed a contract. He's doing all this. We we don't have to be like uh you know at one point where you have baseball teams where they trade for this big guy and the first at bat he strikes out still gets a standing ovation because we're so glad to have you. D don't go that route. J read the issue. Don't don't fool yourself. Th this is nonsense. Uh, though what we're saying is it's very easily remedied. If he writes a story, I mean, this could this, this could yeah. turn around to nine out of tens the next issue. If we get a story, this is not a story. It is more of a, in my mind, a treatment that you're trying to show everybody that you know Superman. We're past that. We're past that. Please give us a story, and then we'll start liking it. This is nonsense. This is something that a writer of Brian Michael Bendis's character, and you know, should not have to. Do this. He shouldn't have to prove anything to anybody. Start telling your story. Please, we need a story. I've read things from him in the in the past Marvel deal.
that I think are really good. I mean, like Ultimate Spider-Man and stuff like that. Yeah, he, he takes his time, but it's really good. And that X-Men that I liked and all that. So it's in him. I just think that either he doesn't know the character and he's easing himself in, but then don't start then. I just – I don't know. I just don't want to seem like – people seem to think that they have to welcome him and you get a pass and you get good scores just because you picked DC over Marvel. That's not the case. We're not going to play that game, so I'm not going to do that. But, Eric, book of the week. All right, and that's it, Eric. What's your book of the week? My book of the week would have to be Red Hood and the Outlaws number 25. Mine is as well. Uh, mine's Red Hood and the Outlaws number 25. Sure? But I do. Yes, it is. I, I'm pretty sure. But I sure? do want, I do think that unlike what Eric said, people should go and check out Supergirl if they have been avoiding that book because of Steve Orlando nonsense. I think they earlier. should go and check out The Immortal Men. Oh, hey, like that map. Says you. You're going to get a lot of hate mail. I don't know why you're <laughs> playing that game. Uh, but we'll talk about what we're going to talk about next week. There right. are not as many books next week. I do not have a review, Eric. We're okay. back to that game again. Yeah. So here's what we're going to be talking about. Aquaman number 39. Batgirl number 25, which is the anniversary, but it was delayed. So that's why that kind of pops up in a week that is a little weird. And some yeah. people actually are so in tune. They actually are like, when's Batgirl coming out? Because it's should have come out last week and all this. Well, I got to so tell you, on. guy, I don't care. <laughs> hey there, buddy. I don't give a crap. No, it, it comes out. It's the extra size deal. Yeah. We have Batman number 53. Eric Shea will be all into that. Good Batwoman number 18, final issue. We have Cave Carson as an interstellar eye number six. That is a final issue as well. We have Damage number eight. Should be a final issue. It is not. We have Green Lanterns number 53. That is getting towards like all these are like it's getting towards a final issue. It is a final issue. And we also have Harley Quinn number 48. We have what me and Brandon will probably be talking about on the podcast, Injustice versus He-Man and the Masters of the Universe number two, which DC actually sends it with that title, but it is titled Injustice versus the Masters of the Universe. They themselves dropped the He-Man, they said. Uh, Justice League number six. Uh, hopefully we'll get more answers at the end of that first arc. New Challengers number four, our man V. Ken, will be giving us some art, and that is heading towards number six, which is the end. Uh, the Brian Michael Bendis Pearl number one, that's kind of a Jinx World deal, as other imprint does come out i'm is. just telling people that it comes out in case they're interested in it i talked about it on the patreon news show uh there is a little extra story at the end that is a brian michael bennis batman story that he did years ago before he signed exclusive with marvel some people might like to check that out we also have the wild storm number 16 that jeremy will be talking about so we don't have a lot of books next week uh with that's gonna that, be a small podcast yeah well you and i have seven books on the podcast yeah that's crazy because batman will be on on the Patreon, as we say, it's a given. It's a gimme. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, the badasses will be picking one of another book, whatever it would be, to talk about as well. So, yeah, we'll see you then. Uh, but before we go, we have another Wrong Turn Explains It All. And I will play the song, Eric, because we like Thank it. Thank you. Hello, Weird Science. Ole, ole. The Wolfman. He's a Draxalus. Way cool. Freddy Cougar. Freddy Cougar. Jason. Ole, ole. Wrong turn. Halloween. Way cool. Creepers, creepers. Wrong turn. The Wolfman. That ain't right. Freddy Cougar. Just do it. 
<laughs> just, just do it. Just do it, he says. And we're going to play a little clip. you got to pick out the movie that this is. This is this is going to be a tough one, I think. I really do. But just listen to the words that wrong turn. It'll be the toughest yes. thing you have ever done yes. in your life if you get this It'll correct. be the toughest thing you'll ever love is what you'll get here. If you get this, we may have to have a prize, really, if you get old of me, because here it is. Just a snake killing people, and there was a fucking helicopter took away, and he fucking bit the helicopter, and the guy blew up in it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> he was so happy to tell us this, Joe. He was so fired up. I gotta play it again here. <laughs> oh my goodness. Here we go. I love it at the end. <laughs> he is such an idiot. Oh my goodness, oh, wrong Tim, we love you. Here we go. He he still wants to come on live. He's going to. I think that we have to start thinking about what we're going to do it's for be the stupidest ep- thing we've ever done. <laughs> we got to start thinking about what we're going to do for episode 200 and I do believe we're going to have wrong turn on for that episode, okay? Uh we're going to try. He he doesn't know what Skype is, but we'll, we'll try to get him in there. Here we go. Oh, God. Here, we're going to put it- <laughs> I want to hear this again. Here we go. This is the movie he's talking about. Here we go. Just a snake killing people, and there was a fucking helicopter took away, and he fucking bit the helicopter, and the guy blew up in it. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> the guy <laughs> blew up in it. That's no, it bit the helicopter, and yeah. the guy blew it up he, in he it. He bit the helicopter, and the guy blew it up in it. There you go. If you know what that is, you're a better man than me. Uh, oh, my goodness. In fact, we recorded this, I believe. If you get this, you might be the world's greatest detective. Yeah, you might be. I think that we recorded this on Thursday. It took us till tonight for us to find out what it was, and we even knew what it was. We weren't sure if what he said was right, but we, we do know now, and if you yep. if you can figure it out, you're, you're better than us. See, there's some things that make me laugh. I actually started crying. I was laughing so hard trying to keep so it in. It's <laughs> okay. So blew it up in it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. One turn, I love you. Uh, yes, uh, he's the only one who could bring a smile to my face, except you. <laughs> except you. Except right. you. You you get the helicopter, bit the helicopter, and then the guy glued <laughs> up in it. Oh, my goodness. But, yes. The, it's fucking cool. Uh, <laughs> everything I, I said, we talked to him all day. He's like, hey, hey, wrong term. What's going on? I'm okay. Hey, wrong term. Was, I'm in a, the guy I'm in a bad mood. I, I'm in a bad mood. I, I'm listening to the Metallicas. Uh, hey, I like the Jimmy mm-hmm. G. And then I say, hey. He said, and what happens is it's so funny. He'll start talking to Eric about a movie, and then I run. Get over here. We go. I gotta get this. So, and he, I, once the light goes on to record, this fucking thing. I fucking hate. I love the fucking killing. He, he can't stop. I, I'm like, really? What's going on here? Just like Just us. Just like us. And I curse a little at work. And when I get angry, I start, you know, getting real cursy. But hey, that's us in general. But yeah, I just think he blew up in it. But Eric, what do we say at the end? Oh, actually, before we go, I just want to remind everybody, if you want to go and listen to a lot of other shows uh, where we actually like things and, and have some fun, you can go over to our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash weird science. A lot of shows, the pop culture ones coming up, me and Eric are actually starting to make that very goofy. I'm telling you, that show just ends up anything that makes us laugh makes that show. Yeah. Uh, and also, you know, all the other things. We're going to have a Back Issues uh, podcast coming up where we review older comic issues. And the one that we're going to do is the number one Sandman from back in the day, Neil Gaiman's first Sandman, kind of tie into this week's 
Salmon Universe thing, so there's some synergy there. But yeah, synergy. Uh, just check it out. And again, you won't be charged till September, so you can check it out, free trial, see what you like, what you don't like. You can tell Eric he's terrible. You can tell me I'm great. Uh-huh. I, you know, either or. You could do one or the other. You do one or the other. You do one or the other. It's like, tails I win, heads you lose. There you go. But what do we say at the end, Eric? Everybody have a great week. Don't get blued up in it, and we'll see you in seven. time that's it for the podcast so i guess it's time to go home closing time you've heard the pod is over so turn off your ipod or phone closing time nine hours you just wasted now it's time to get back to work Closing time, pretend you're still listening Cause your co-worker's a fucking jerk Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Eric's got to go play with his toys Play with his toys Funk. It's not unusual for them to love a book that's done.